Now Skyfall's themes in my head. Thanks, Rags. <laughs> Thank the people who made Skyfall. Well, did you, uh, that movie, I can't. I haven't seen it in ages, but I remember liking... Um, uh, do you remember the intro? The big shocking intro where it's like Bond is on some kind of mission. The train? Yeah, and he gets... I remember that, yeah. Authorization, I someone to shoot, and they hit that. him. They don't hit, yeah, the, uh, they don't hit the target. That yeah. had Javier Bardem, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember yeah. him being kind of compelling. I just forgot the entire rest of the movie. Well, the angle was uh, he was an X double O as well, and M like uses and does whatever she like. I think because the film was more of almost like a criticism of of her as well as like a a swan song for Judy Dench. I think because it was her last time as M. Yeah. Until Ralph uh, Ray Fiennes took over. Um, but yeah, from what I've seen from looking at subreddits, people have been saying, like, Craig's sort of tenure, um, there's a storyline from Casino Royale to Quantum of Solace to, uh, Spectre to No Time to Die, but Skyfall is just this random movie that gets dropped in that has, like, nothing to do with the other four. And I was just like, huh. And yeah, that's the most popular and successful one. Well, is it more popular than Casino Royale? It made, made more money, certainly oh. made more money. Made that's probably true, but... Like when people talk oh. about Craig's best film, they I think they typically say Casino Royale. Um, I typically I think that's true, but I remember people saying Skyfall was the best one. I do remember that. I think that was why I watched it. What did you think that's, of it? I could be. I barely remember it, but oh. I enjoyed it. Um, but I'm curious how I'd feel if I rewatched it. Typical take now at this point for movies I haven't seen in a while. We just like to be uh, mm -hmm. like to be pretty certain. Maybe it would be yeah. neat to do a, a Bond arc. You know? That's what, like 25 arc. movies? It would take a, f take a while. Yeah, it would take you four <laughs> years to get through them. <laughs> Alright. We are, we are live and presumably public. Which would be useful. Uh, excellent. Oh, what, what are we talking about? Bond will have to wait. Um... If 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 it comes up at all, I don't know if because you guys, I'm assuming, have like no interest in seeing No Time to Die. No, uh, I didn't even know it was a thing until I saw a trailer for it before Shang Chi. Well, it was supposed to be a thing what like, two oh. years ago, <laughs> but it just yeah, uh, it was meant to come out. Yeah, paying any attention. Well, it's finally here, and uh, oh let's. I'm not going to say anything at all. What I will say is there is a very popular Google question right now, which is, does James Bond die? Because like, it's like what. Because uh, he hasn't done that for 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 uh, forever in terms of staying dead. Who knows if he does? Who knows? Isn't, isn't die in like a lot of the titles for James Bond movies? Yeah, yeah. and kill. yeah. So I don't. Yeah, die and yeah. So I don't know that it would necessarily mean all that much. Well, how much do you know about Bond? <laughs> very very little. <laughs> it's a, it's a, he's been going for a while. For him to be dead would be a, a you know a dead. It would be significant for Bond fans, I would say. Uh, that's, that's... Has he died in the movies? Um, only only one time, and it, he was resurrected immediately. Oh, and I don't mean that as okay. like a he survived being shot or something. I mean, he literally was killed, and then I, I can't remember how they did it. He got like some kind of fucking magic or bullshit. I, I literally... Like... Wait, there's magic in the James Bond universe? Well, I'm, I'm saying this because it... <laughs> James Bond died. I want to look this up. In which which film? <laughs> hey chat, help me out. There's which, a, there's a lot of them, unfortunately. 
It was a fake let's, out. Let's James Bond resurrection. All of it relates to No Time to Die. I'm trying to find when he dies the other time. Oh, you only live twice? That would day? make sense. Yeah, because he's like in a bed and they machine gun him and it's like, oh my god. It's like the Ringwraiths and the Hobbits? Yeah, yeah, like a modern <laughs> version of that. But um, oh, I haven't seen that movie in a bazillion years. Yeah, the James Bond movies kind of go in, here, in one ear and out the other. I've seen a bunch of them, but like, you know, if you ask me a question about them two years later, it's just like, I have no idea. There's a guy named well, Bond in it. We can we could test this right now. Name just give me a Bond movie that you've seen at least two years ago, and I'll ask you a trivia question about it. Oh, there you go. All right, All right go yeah. for Skyfall. Skyfall. Um, let me see. Hmm. Unless the unless the question is is the antagonist Javier Bardem, I'm pretty sure the answer is gonna be I don't know. In Skyfall. What is the only weapon in the mansion? Oh. Candlestick. <laughs> I wait, I, I feel like it's a grenade launcher or a machine gun, but I don't remember exactly. Is that right? I think it's just a double-barreled shotgun. Okay, then yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that's the only weapon that they have. Uh, yeah, they have to do you like mean, a you mean the mansion thing. at the end, right? Or I think it's either a shotgun or a double-barreled rifle. But you you were wrong anyway, so yeah. <laughs> Let me no, double check. That's what uh, I expected. A a five hundred nitro express double rifle. Really, damn. You know the the old what man. What the fuck that... do you have to kill out there that requires that? Oh yeah, velociraptors and so stuff. Good. Isn't it Scotland? <laughs> well, as we've learned from Jurassic Kingdom Awakened Next Park, then you could shoot a single velociraptor, or you could shoot a velociraptor with a single nine millimeter round, and it basically will die. If it mm -hmm. isn't treated through magic bullshit. Yeah. Which means they would make excellent soldiers. 100%. So, anyway, welcome everybody to EFAP 144155. I get Hello, that right. I hope you enjoyed our James Bond arc. Yeah, we just completed it. We started and stopped it straight away. That's the one. Um. Yeah, more and more people will see No Time to Die over time, and there will just be a particular subject I think people will want us to at least have a little chat about, but maybe we'll save that for next week. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, boy. Um, but that's, that's your link that you need. First thing I'm going to put on was just, uh, I, I got my, my, my new Halloween variant done. I want to show Rags is it. Okay? Yeah. And it's in, in yeah, video form. How crazy is that? Also, I'm going to mute it on my end form. because the description says I do not, I didn't make this music, so I have no idea if the music's copyright or not. Mm. Last thing we need is to get booted off. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm sure now. This is going to be cool. Wait, is everyone in here? I no, am. In... I am. Sweet. All right. This bird is Mahler. Yes, well, you guys can listen to the music. It won't be playing on my end. All right, have fun. Okay. <laughs> is it Skyfall? Oh, it's a spoo a spood paint. Yes. Spooky, scary skeletons. Can you guess what kind of variant's going for this time? 
Um, I'm not sure. Looks like a vampire thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's just. I think it's just a. Um, is that like? A, I don't know who. Who am I allowed skin? to make fun of? What what nationality am I allowed to? Frankenstein's. You can make fun One of one of the white women. He's oh Russian. I could always say you can say anything you want about Russians. That's true. It's Mahler, but Russian. Whoa. That's kind of neat, right? If this represents Russians, Russians are cool. Yeah, it doesn't have to be accurate. I just have to find a. Wow, oh, that's impressive. Did you draw this, or is this commissioned? Yes, I drew this myself. Well, those both can exist simultaneously. Well, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. <laughs> yes, you're right. Those both could. Oh my be God! Mahler's a furry now. Rags, we talked about this. Not everything is a furry. Your fursona? No, you. That is one. I refuse. I am. That's not. your fursona. Oh my goodness gracious! It's got ears. It's a it's a spook sona. Spooky eyes. Oh no, he gobbled me oh, up. Boy. Does look really cool. Well, that, that was very neat. That was very nifty. Neat. Yes. Uh... How did the how did the the transformation into a werewolf? How did it break the lenses of your your gas mask? That's pretty intense. Uh, that's easily explained. So. The first lens the got broken from when I was initially scratched by the werewolf, which is what got me infected. The other one broke because as I was transforming, I headbutted a wall because I was so out of control, and that smashed the other one. Hmm. Wait, wait, do werewolves turn people into furries? Yes. I'm going to go with no, but that's it's yeah, fine that it you does. believe that. It does. It really does. So I know 14 of them certainly do, but I think one... If he was to get you just right, absolutely he would. Yes, from uh, Holtap, who you can find through a uh, Twitter handle, I believe is the main thing. Open for commissions, as far as I know. Makes spooky, scary skeletons. Oh, that's one you could go as next time for me, a skeleton. Spooky, I did skeleton the first time. When you was the first time? All, you have all month. Um, you, could, you could try to... Let me, let me double check. That would have been 2019, I think. Let me let me see actually. Call me Stacy. Yeah, twenty twenty was Frankenstein. Twenty twenty one. Frankenstein. I don't know what twenty nineteen. We are live, right? Uh, On your channel, I'm looking for it, and I just like. Well, chat's filled up with people, so it's got to be up. Yeah, Yeah, it's just YouTube. Rags, you can't find it. No, it's YouTube. It's just rags. Have you been banned? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Here. I'm just looking. I had to look and search. You would think that oh, I don't on your like either. recommendeds and stuff, when as you cycle through that and it constantly shows people that you're subscribed to and have been looking at, you think that if one of the people you are subscribed to was currently live streaming, that it might want to let you know that that's an option that you could indulge in. Well, so that's there YouTube's is, that ways was, are mysterious. That would be intuitive, and YouTube's very against that. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's it's showing up as not live on mine. I don't know why. Oh well, I I I found it now. So, oh, you did? It's it's up in public. Yeah. It's definitely there. Yeah, I I had to go to to Mahler's, and then I had to refresh on Mahler's, and then it showed up at the top. We've even got in a way the, um... that I've actually never seen it. I've never seen it actually displayed. Oh, okay. I was looking at second channel. Before. I'm dumb. Ah, idiot. Hasn't changed his Halloween PFP forever, <laughs> bad dog. No, I this was one of the ones that I used last year. I actually have. A few that I will be cycling through. I got a super cute one today. 
Right, so now you now you've said that, they're going to want to see the super cute one. They will. They will. Well, I guess that's just going to be hype generating. 31-ish days, half ha October, have spooky ween. So, who knows? They'll, not only of... that, they'll get a blast from the past when our thing we did yesterday is finally public. Oh yeah. Oh, oof. we can we can talk a little bit about we've we've been guys we've been watching Batwoman. Oh my god, the we fucking things. Four episodes this week. The fucking things that happened in that show. We've got three left to watch. Um, guys, you you ain't ready. You ain't ready for this. Oh. So season one, amazing. <laughs> Nothing like it. A triumph. Season two happens. Ruby Rose is gone. We get a new fucking bitch in the suit. It's terrible, right? It's still fun to watch, but not as fun. There were some sloggy episodes, and the magic isn't quite there. But man, these last four episodes, I don't know what they put in the writer's room coffee, but man, these last four episodes have been wild roller coasters of drama and craziness. I was very pleased with these last four episodes. They've been they've been wild. So much wild. to discuss. So eventful. So much to talk about. Very eventful. These things are jam-packed yeah. with events. It'll be exciting to see how it all closes up, I guess. And bleh, it's, it's, it's going to be a thing. Uh, but yeah, that, you know, th th those are some fun updates. D this episode of EFAB is brought to you by... Rags, who's our sponsor this week? Our sponsor today is uh, Quib... Uh, gift Quib Gift <laughs> is an incredible subscription service where they will send you every month to an address of your choice. They will send to you a, a dodecahedral cardboard uh, kind of shaped object that has a puzzle on the top. And if you solve the puzzle, you get to open it up and it has a slew of mystery prizes inside. Um, if you put in referral code um uh quibfap then you will get 15% off your next 3 months of your quib gift subscription so make sure that you sign up today for quib gift cuz you never know what's inside isn't um once per month if you if it's the last of the month i think if you sign up you get a sock with with them with them it's like a special thing and if you collect you do, all the socks if you if you sign up with a non sock account as thanks they will give you a sock. There will be a sock of some kind. They they weren't specific. Quib Gift told us it could be a sock. It could be a stocking. It could be like what? It could be a cotton sock, a polyester co uh, mm. uh, sock. I almost said cock. Sorry, I got. I was, <laughs> um, it could be a blend of mixed fabrics. Not biblically moral, but an option for you out there. <laughs> Still, we got option. nice. We've got nice thick hiking socks. You only get one, but those things are like twenty dollars a pop for a good pair of socks. And you don't want to skimp on good hiking socks when you're out there trotting around. Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, complaints they, about the whole one sock per month thing. It's just like, yeah, but two months, you get you get the pay. So, like, you know. Um, not only that, but you know how they have fingerless gloves? Mm -hmm. Have you considered toeless socks? They are top-notch toeless socks, yeah. This, it's a new, it's a derelict chic. It's a fashion thing. Quib Gift is getting in early on that. Uh, you know how a lot of people buy the jeans and they're ripped and they're torn and they look like shit and they're really expensive and they sport them around as if to be proud of themselves? Imagine that, but for socks. 
And like I've I've heard they have a SpongeBob one. That's the one that everyone really wants. So you could get that. So. And the hits don't stop because you might be wondering, Rags, that seems wasteful. Much like with fingerless gloves, what happens to all the gloveless fingers out there? That is an excellent question. For every toeless sock that you have donated to you through Quib Gift, they will donate five toe uh, sockless toes to uh, the Ugandan uh, foot children's fund so you can cover the toes of ugandan orphans and keep at least a large part of your feet warm and snug while supporting quib gift and efap and i think this bit's gone on long enough what video are we covering today that's a great question right because I, I just i feel like we nailed it that's we do a sponsor every week you know naturally and yeah. that's just that's just this week's one I've even forgotten the name of it already, but it's a great service. Um, Quib Gift? How can oh, you yeah. possibly forget Quib Gift? Because too many people in chat were saying Noom, and I got distracted. You know, it's just no, like, no, mm. no. Noom is Noom's a bunch of no. We we no. Noom is Noom has run its course. Mm -hmm, Noom mm -hmm. had its chance, if you if you will. Quib Gift is they're in vogue. I would say so. Um, but yeah, good reading, good reading, man. They're gonna yeah. pay us loads for that, I think. Reading, um, yeah, that's right. I have it all pulled up right here. I could recite that word for word if I wanted, but um, they also give the sockless toes to old people as well, right? Like when, when they've stacked up on the Ugandan thing, it's like the rest go to old people, so old people get cold and stuff, so it's good. Well, here's the issue with sockless toes much like with gloveless fingers, they, they wear out pretty fast, uh, and they get lost. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of Ugandan orphans who only have four or three or god forbid two but at that point they don't want to look embarrassing so they don't even put them on yeah um so it's a constant cycle of restoring and replacing um these uh toes um and a lot of times they're multicolored. people will just they'll just pull them together so that they can get in groups of five a lot of the the ugandan orphans that are have a big heart if they only have two well they'll donate it to someone who has three so that at least someone can have a full set They've got big hearts, those Ugandan orphans. And that's what Christmas they, uh, is all about. Halloween. Is, yeah, absolutely. It is what Thanksgiving's all about. Um, um, Doomer Politics. This is what it's like for nine welcome. hours. So strap on. <laughs> strap. <laughs> um, this year, I've gone as a weird, a long wolf, I guess. Your Fringy as a Zamboloid. Rags mm. as his comfy pumpkin. And um, I think Doom of Politics is kind of beating us all out with the. Uh, are you going as like a a twenty twenty one civilian? No, I'm I'm dressed as Tim Pool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just have the beanie. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't smoke. What the fuck? My I like the, like the autumn. My my autumn uh, like when it comes to Halloween and Thanksgiving. I think I'm less on the spooky side than you are. I'm more on the like pumpkin pie, uh, golden brown leaves. Uh, You're on the wholesome side. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more. I, I err toward the more wholesome side. I'm big on the Thanksgiving stuff and autumn and things of that nature. Cool mornings and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Get some variety going. But yeah, pumpkins. welcome to EFAP, Mr. Duma Politics. What 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 do you do on your channel? Does the name give it away? Uh, it probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, a bit of a misbranding because I'm legitimately not sure how many videos I'm going to bother making about politics. 
Uh, people will maybe know me from the Vosh's Evil video. That's the only video that's up on my channel right now. The only Although video I, on your channel right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's quite successful for like a what is effectively a first video. I had another one, but I took it down because it's just really, really bad. Well, we've all been there, maybe. Um, the the so, so what is where does your true passion lie then, if not poli politics? Uh, here. <laughs> what? I, uh, uh, movies. Um, oh. So I, yeah, I was a. Uh, I guess I still am a screenwriter. Um, I've written mm. four screenplays and spent a bunch of time thinking good? about movies. Uh, no, they're not good. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm a genuine failed screenwriter. I mean, that's yeah, that's what happens. You you get good at something by doing it poorly a lot of times, and mm. screenwriting is quite hard. So you're gonna have to do it that poorly quite a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I I love movies. I spent a ridiculous amount of time trying to figure out uh, how they work, how to write them, stuff like that. And I will probably be. I, I'm like 80% sure I'm just going to end up making a bunch of videos about movies and, and media and moving away from politics because it's really not fun to discuss. Politics isn't fun. <laughs> politics isn't I, fun. I agree. Well, it's not fun. Take it from us. Uh, talking media is always fun, right, guys? Uh, it is very fun. Yeah, comparatively. <laughs> you know, one thing that uh, talking about movies reminds me of is that... I was just sent a link a moment ago from Kibikins, and he has updated efap.me, the official, unofficial mega website for all things efap and efap adjacent. Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. is now in spooky mode. It has been updated for the, the spoopy ween. Franks, there's a, you guys should. There's a paper craft of you as Skeletor. Oh my God. Yeah. I got, uh, I got Dr. Doom, which I'm pretty happy with. Where I'm, I'm, I'm getting overloaded. I'm getting overloaded right now. I got Spookyween, Efap, Dot Me, Every Frame of Phantom. By the way, mm -hmm. pretty good. But that was one of my, I think it was one of my suggestions. And then I see the, um, I see the Efap Papercrafts Justice League. When we've got Christmas toy, we got a fair amount of paper. That's actually, so Batman geez. Pepe. Ooh. Oh yeah, of course. Peyton Saint of Eva Batwoman. She looks after us. Batwoman. She looks for better does, or worse. <laughs> does Batwoman have red hair? Yeah. Um, well, the old one did. The new one doesn't. The, the new one has like does she have like red in it? Red I can't remember. She yeah. has yeah, red highlights on her frizzy black hair, yes. Okay. It's very silly look. They're both very silly. And remember, we had a couple episodes. We had two and a half episodes where there was no hair on the bat suit. It was just oh, like was, handsome oof. Squidward, straight <laughs> yeah. up, smooth and black on top. It was something. Uh, good times. And yeah, thank you so much, Cubicans, maintaining this this glorious website. It's always fun to look down at that um, average EFAP length as of 150 is eight I, hours. I was looking at the same thing. It's like it started off reasonable <laughs> yeah, look at that four five three five four six yeah. three six it's like whoa three? yeah we got we got yeah. one two we got three episodes four episodes well, that start with a three crazy because i distinctly remember i'm pretty sure it was the mission impossible one where mola even sent a message like yeah thanks for sticking around for like seven hours that, that was really long you didn't need to do that and it's like now look at the now it's like length. seven seven is a little short now Seven is considered short. People yell at us. Mm -hmm. 
tired. I'm, I'm so tired. Some people were saying, oh, you look tired as a zombie. It's like, yeah, I've been waking up super early. <laughs> Consistently. You bastards. I'm very you see, tired. Fringy, yep. uh, Fringy decided he didn't want to live anymore. Uh, when he, uh, well, I guess that, that's a reference to you guys. Will f mm. Oh, it's coming. Oh shit! I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we can't talk yeah. about that yet. No. It's coming. We can't. Yeah, that's. Dude, it could be like a whole year before they even. No. No, we <laughs> can get even, him out. I don't even. Oh. Yeah. 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 There you go. Oh yeah. 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 Funny. I was now totally. We yeah. yeah. Um, I was sitting there for a bit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, am I supposed to know what this is? But I know now. Um. Well, yeah, I don't even. So we're, today we are talking about movies. So you're in luck, Mister Mister Politics, or I guess I'll call you Doom Bro, Doomer. Doom Doomer. Unless, is that the name? <laughs> you, would you prefer to go by that, or do you have a name like Derek or something? <laughs> Doomer is fine, or Chris, whatever you prefer. Doomer is fine, or Chris. Yeah, now you give me two. What am I supposed to do? I, you can choose one. You may mind. refer to me as Gorthok the Barbarian, Slayer of Worlds, or Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Gorthok is, I don't know, it's cooler. Gorthok um, is definitely that kind to, of name, isn't it? I need to rebrand a Gorthok. Mm -hmm. um, Gorthok well, you know what, before, before we get into stuff, you, are, you, are you one of them hot takers? Do you have things, because you're saying you want to talk about media, what possible things... Do you have to say about different movies or, or, or different things that maybe are unpopular or unheard of? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, so probably a, a bit of a difference between me and a lot of people that make uh, movie criticism YouTube videos is I've been way more focused on good movies. <laughs> but yeah, right. uh, I hate I I have an intense distaste for lots of things people like. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like we were talking about Django Unchained, which I am becoming more and more distasteful of. I'm probably going to make a video on that pretty soon. Oh boy, can you yeah, believe it? Got some, got some pretty serious, uh, pretty serious problems in that one. But I mean, we, I mean, you can just go down the list. If you know, if you listed off a hundred popular movies, I probably hate seventy of them. Wow, <laughs> look at this hipster. We're, we're not used to this. We love most things, right, guys? Oh, I'm sure. Why, why, why must you turn my office into a house of lies? This is your office. This is the. I'm in. I'm in my office. All right. Yeah, like I... Fair enough. There are lies apparating like across the walls. <laughs> that, that could be the sleep deprivation, but the lies are emanating lies. in all offices now that yeah, have this yeah. episode playing. I, I was so confused and appalled watching Shang Chi. I just didn't know what I was looking at. I had to, I had to go watch you guys' episode for a bit to make sure you hated it too. <laughs> so I would just be shitting on it. Well, other people liked it. Um, I was say, well, we we could we could just uh, now jump in, I suppose, because we've to be fair, we've got a bit of video to get through. But I was actually going to say we could leave it up to maybe uh, yourself or chat or someone because because uh, we're thinking about watching two today from a particular creator but um they're different different kinds of videos i'm thinking though since you've seen that movie you're probably gonna want to jump into the one related to it more so uh which would well, totally be it, fine what's the what's the other one about well it's um so so it's nando versus movies we're covering today everyone's favorite i don't even remember when we last covered him but we meant to cover him in the actual Shang Chi episode, but we just we just took so long talking about the movie, you know, because it's so good. Um, 
Yeah, so he's got a masterpiece of cinema. He's got a video saying Wenwu is the best Marvel villain. Um, I mean that you <laughs> you you are certainly entitled to that perspective. <laughs> and his other one is uh, which actually he got quite downvoted for, called My Problem with What If. And I'm like, ooh, oh, because What If is shit. Cool. So I'm very curious what he said about it well, that earned the ire well, like, of his own know, audience. Because the the thing I've now heard of and seen is that. Thanos shows up and Vision just lays him in half. <laughs> like, so that that might fuck that with the stakes just a little bit. Well, considering he had five Infinity Stones, yeah, it's like, man, mm. if only Vision was, didn't get stabbed in Infinity War, then Thanos wouldn't have won. It wouldn't have even mattered that Tony and Cap and the Avengers split up. You have to understand, Freak, before that film happened and Thanos was with his four children, whatever they are, he was just like sweating so like crazy in his ship, and he was like, "Dude, you have to stab you Vision to at least vision. once. You yeah. gotta hit him. Get, you gotta you gotta surprise him. If, if you don't do it, uh, it's all over. Like you you have to. Just like I guess oh, I'll I'm try. Because like, I, I problem is it's like I stopped watching What If like pretty early on. Um, but I guess it's just when I see these premises, I feel like I feel like we're barely scratching the surface what would be the most interesting aspect of this concept, which is, like, a very minor tweak to a situation to see just how different it gets following, you know, standard cause and effect stuff. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, Instead I think... Instead of, like, hey, what if there are zombies? It's like, man... Mm, wow, okay. Damn. <laughs> what if, then... uh, yeah. No, what if Hawkeye didn't save, you know, Black Widow or things like that? That's, that's one of those questions where it's like, oh, that could be interesting. Or just and and they did the one where it's like, what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? That's what it's called. That's like, dude, what if just Tony Stark didn't get blown up? Like that feels like, what like if, the obvious. What if Killmonger saves him? Is such a like, wait, what do you mean? Since why, when was that an option? Like what? Yeah, why, <laughs> when exactly? It feels like we've jumped really far. Whereas it just makes more sense to me that it's like, have it be that Tony Stark doesn't get the shrapnel, like they just don't get ambushed. Um, that doesn't happen. Uh, for whatever reason, logistics issues, and then see how things develop from there with Obadiah trying to, like, get him out of the company, things like that. Um, like, and, you know, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? It's like, what? <laughs> oh, yes. The the character whose name I've forgotten, who is integral to uh, the Doctor Strange movie and comes oh, up the, all the time in his storyline. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna, she's gonna come back in the, what, one? the new one. Wong. No, no, everybody, everybody remembers Wong. Everybody Dude, imagine that. It's like, Wong. what if he lost his heart and it just shows Wong dying? <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> I'd be believe really that. upset if Wong died. Yeah. I like Wong. Wong's like nice. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Um. Well, so yeah, the final those... that show is coming out this week. Oh, um, what, what is, what's the what if, do we know? I'm pretty sure that, like, I, I don't, I don't think we know yet. But um, I think that they basically said at this point that they aren't disconnected. That like some of them are going to be connected to other ones, culminate in something. Um, whatever that means. And they've already got a season two, like confirmed. So that's going to happen again. Um, next year there's going to be like five Marvel shows. I think <laughs> it's more than five. I I went to it the might be more than five. Yeah. I think it's like ten because I went to the MCU thing to see just how ignorant I was about. 
the goings on of this universe and there's like yeah there's a lot of tv <laughs> shows coming out well so the the list is miss marvel moon knight she hulk secret invasion then you gotta throw in what if i'm pretty sure they're doing like an echo they're doing Ironheart. that's coming out next year i'm pretty sure i don't know about the armor wars don Cheadle thing man <laughs> that is a lot of that's a lot well, of you know if you <laughs> missed um you may say any two years now you're probably going to just be completely lost because it's um just too much yes, has happened that was my experience probably. yeah <laughs> but i mean that's that's the idea right the the more interconnected they are the more incentive there is to watch everything um, and then the shitter they get uh, the more miserable the experience which is, which is interesting because like kind of with comics it's like there is a level of them being connected but a lot of the time they're self-contained in the sense that you could just read Batman comics and you'll be fine. Um, probably. <laughs> like, but that, as opposed to what they're doing here, where it's, whereas I guess, I guess this is smarter if the, if the objective is to, uh, get people to keep watching and it's working, it's, it's definitely working. Well, it seems like Shang-Chi was trying to be self-contained, but uh, that led to some problems. self-contained one of the, of, well, the, it's it's kind of funny, right? Because one of the pieces of criticism we've often levied at the MCU is that there are a lot of films that just pretend the universe doesn't exist, which is not like they can't do that. You can't you can't pretend like Iron Man doesn't exist yeah. in Winter Soldier or like Cap in Iron Man Three. Um, I guess the problem now is it's like it feels a lot more cynical in terms of like, hey, they're interacting, but it's mainly because we want you to watch the other movies and TV shows. Like, like, we don't care as much. It's, it's more about cameos rather than this is a universe where a bunch of people are interacting with one another, crossing paths and things like that. Well, so that and the fact that... Yeah? So yeah, that kind of hits on a question I had for you guys because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here wondering, this guy's going around knocking off governments and shit. Like, did that affect the world? No. Well, evidently not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it did, but it's just as the way that we... I guess it did, but... Not it in a way that we would notice time. any like, difference. Everything was the way it was because of what he did, I guess. As titanic as it was and inexplicable that he was able to do so. But Yeah, that's, I, I was just kind of curious, like, how much of my confusion was due to ignorance of the MCU and how much of it is just... I mean, I know a lot of it is character design. You know, like, character motivations aren't going to be something where it's ameliorated by watching these other movies. It's like, if their character motivation makes no sense, it just doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a lot of this, I'm assuming, makes more sense if you've seen the other movies, or maybe Um, it makes less sense if it interferes with the world building. Yeah, yeah. I would say the more that you watch, the more it just doesn't agree with itself. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's upsetting. Yeah, well, (laughs) don't worry, you'll get over it, and then you'll get into the stage of apathy and you'll just stop caring. Oh, I'm, I'm very much there. That's uh, this, w- watching watching this movie vindicated my avoiding these movies generally. It's well, like, and so apparently this is one of the best ones is, recently. Well, I was just gonna say this is the best in Phase Four, so nice. Yeah, I was I was so confused. Four, yeah, yeah I, I went to IMDb and it's like, oh, it's got an eight point It's it's got to be oh, fine, well, that, right? That's ridiculous. Like that's just people <laughs> are stupid. An eight man, that is. I mean, oh. I remember The Dark Knight was, like, number one on IMDb by a lot for a long time. So I guess comic book movie scores on IMDb are kind of Well, if you a want a really skewed. depressing one, it's, I'm, uh, I'm working on an Endgame video, and, and it 
I, I think that movie sucks. And one of the most disappointing things about it is Endgame is ranked higher on IMDb than like Unforgiven, Wally, Django. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I guess you don't like Django, but it's rated higher than Django. It's rated higher than Die Hard, Aliens. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's read. It's rated higher than a lot of much better films. And it's like, that's very upsetting. It's yeah. really upsetting that it's ranked so high. I don't know what to make of that. I, I, just to be clear, I, I don't like Django in the context of Tarantino's filmography. Because like oh, it okay, follows right. it it follows Inglorious Bastards, which is my favorite movie of all time. And like the, you look at you look at the writing in Inglorious Bastards and it's like not only flawless, but there's an almost oh inexhaustible amount that you can learn from analyzing it. And then you go to Django and there's just like a, just objective flaws, just massive problems and character motivation and 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 uh pacing and structure that are very atypical of tarantino so i mean if you're if you're comparing django to like you know it's probably better than the best film by a lot of directors but in the context of tarantino it just is not up to it's not up to grade and uh and you're gonna make a video for that is that gonna happen i i am in the middle of producing a video oh my god boy well have fun (laughs) with copyright it's a lot more difficult than uh (laughs) Than dare I say, political videos. Really, because the political videos have been getting like that's part of the. I mean, there's a lot of reasons I don't want to make political videos, but part of it is that lots of topics just get you flagged, and your video oh, just doesn't well, get monetized. Like, period. No, no, that, You're talking about those things. types of issues, but with uh, with films like if you're using footage from movies, just tough to get it through. Um, like even if it's totally transformative, it's it's tough because of the uh, content yeah. ID thingy. Do you just do you video just get like a uh, do you just get like your your ad revenue pulled or does the video get taken oh, it's down? Like, it can it be anything from both those. Might be blocked, yeah, um, and then you just got to try and re-edit it. Usually, it seems like the consistent thing is make sure that your clips are pretty short. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I know <laughs> a bunch of that stuff. Like the the uh, Vosh video got the Vosh video got um, struck for a number of reasons, and I did some pretty simple edits and got it through the first time I tried. So right. There, there's some, yeah, I, like well, just adding uh, blurring seems to really mess with the content ID system. Try and go no further than five second clips, just as a, that'd be really great for you if you can do that uh, in both audio and non-audio, just because just um, even with, when you hit six, that's when YouTube starts to get like, mm. Yeah, I got, really? uh, well, that makes it tough sometimes. Was it, we've Damn. been doing this for many years now, and that's just that's basically what I've come to learn. Funnily enough, when I started, I was like, "Don't go beyond ten seconds." That got lowered all the way yeah. down to five. Well, fortunately, uh, I can I can probably work with that. That's probably not, not going to be a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you know, we, we we'll probably be able to talk a bit about um this. This will probably be the last Shang Chi related EFAB, but it's not even going to be just that today. But I'm I'm interested to know why he's better than all the other villains from the MCU, especially um some of the stronger we, ones. You know, should we give our top five to start off? Hmm. We'll, let's set our bar where it needs to be for the beginning of this. What are, what is well, what the is our villains. top five MCU villains uh, in no particular uh, order necessarily? Uh, Vulture, Thanos, uh, Loki, Zemo, Zemo, and I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, Ego. I like Ego. Ego. I like him. Yeah. Uh, was uh, was Iron Man to... the villain of Civil War? 
No, I wouldn't say no. so. Zemo <laughs> would be the villain. Zemo, would, yeah. <laughs> Zemo is yeah. definitely the villain. Um, oh yeah, what about Mysterio, Frankie? Oh, uh, you know what? I'd put Mysterio above uh, or Ego. Yeah, that'd be the five then. Oh, I would agree with five anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. totally fine with that. Someone suggested Black yes. Panther. Killmonger is a terrible villain. Please no. Especially when people were saying he was right. <laughs> Did they forget the line where he said that he was going to kill that... that uh... All the children? Yeah, well, the, they threw that in specifically to be like, he's, he is evil, though, he by the way. He is bad guy, evil. guys. <laughs> like, Alright. Stop it. Um... So yeah, here we go. I guess we're gonna we're gonna check out. So we um, need to find out why Wenwu is better than all of those. Shang Chi, Wenwu is the best Marvel villain. Alrighty, exciting stuff. Here, here we, we go. Shang Chi. Let me get that out of the way right off it the bat. Rules. It is a, a rock solid movie with an engaging story, some fun leads, and really, really quick question because I you guys didn't address this. There's a part in the bus scene. Where, where he's like, Shang-Chi is driving the bus, and Razor Fist it like goes to punch him in the face and just stops. You guys remember that? I why, really why did don't. That <laughs> like, no, no. Unfortunately, I, I, we don't have uh, super high quality access to a to to. This didn't release yeah, I, on streaming or anything, but yeah, I had uh, that. That's something to go back and check because I, I watched it um, <clears throat> at home. And that's almost, I'm like 90% sure that's what happens. He like gets blocked by Chi or something. And it's like the only time it happens in the movie. Also, some people like yeah, Razor Fist. Like, yeah, pretty sure that was that, was that not his name? His name. Yeah. His, his name, name is Razor Fist. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I didn't realize. I thought it was, I, I only noticed that. And like when they go to the Timeless Isle or whatever, and it's on the side of his car. And I thought it was the YouTuber for a second. <laughs> but why is he called Razor Fist? It's more like Razor Arm. Like as opposed like to a sword arm. Sort yeah, of, yeah. yeah, that's true. Maybe Blade maybe it started sling. as just the fist, and then more of it got cut off in later fights, but he kept the name. Maybe. Sword Arm doesn't have the same ring to it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excellent pacing. And yes, I am a Marvel shill. Most of what they make. Oh, and I enjoy the connectivity. I know some people... Sorry, a skip for me. Did you say he likes most of what they make? Yeah. By default, he likes them, yeah. Oh, well, that's... That's fine. <laughs> I guess this was one of those tussle his hair moments. People have grown tired of it, and I get it. And I've also given up on the color grading, and they usually end with lots of CGI, but I still have fun with it. In fact... In Man, just like Shang-Chi. In this instance, I was on board mm. with the CGI ending. I thought it was really cool. Oh, okay. and uh, uh, I, I was, was I very, very cool. upset because it was just sludge again. Oh, it was so bad. I, 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 I was just... It wasn't even the CGI. I was just confused as to what the fuck was going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, they have like they have like a an exposition dump of like an entire mythology in like two minutes, and then there's this like epic, like spiritual battle of stuff, and it's just an epic spiritual battle of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it, I was just so confused as to what's going yeah. on. The Why wasn't ancient, this established earlier in the movie? Ancient demon dragon versus the wonderful god dragon spirit, and you're like, I have no idea what I'm any of that means. That. Like, what, who's who's the what's happening? They're just like, what, oh no, it it's the sucking dealer, his soul the dealer out. of death or something. Death dealer. Yeah, yeah. he was pretty no, cool until he died. He's on pretty ceremony. cool. Five seconds. Yeah. Well, not the ninja. The no, I'm talking about the Cthulhu monster. Oh, that. Uh, what I was it called? No idea. I, I, soul leader. Something <laughs> like that. Soul yeah. King. 
See, these are these are problems when when you, when your when your climax revolves around uh, mystical creatures that the audience doesn't know the name of, it's an interesting place to be. <laughs> I don't know the anything of it. Like this thing, when it started sucking out the dragon's soul, I was just like, oh no, that's the thing it could do. Oh, I guess that was that's bad. I don't know. <laughs> uh. If it does that, it take over the world. Yeah, we don't want that to happen. That would be bad if it took over the world. Yeah, so I I was reading the Wikipedia to try and figure out something, and it says that the dragon revived Shang-Chi when he falls in the water. Did you guys get that watching the movie? It looked no. like he fell into the water, had to have drowned, and then it like forced bubbles of oxygen into his face. If that counts as reviving, I guess. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't track that at all. I thought he was dead. You probably should have been dead. The force the yeah, dad well, punched him in. Like, yeah, that should have fucked yeah. him up. Because he doesn't have superpowers. Choreography in Shang-Chi. I'm going to say some of those names that pop up in every single video I have seen about the topic. Here we go. Bill Pope, Destin Daniel Cretton, Simu Liu, Jackie Chan, Brad Allen, R.I.P., Police Story, Drunken Master, Mangar Zhang, and others. Those are the names that come up in every YouTube video I have watched about Shang-Chi. I don't need to sing their praises. They all did an amazing job. Simu Liu, man, he put in work. Ever, everything's just great, you know? Well, that's, he, he practically said that was his channel already. Because um, I do wonder if some of these channels exist just to make people feel good about having felt good about a film, you know? Uh, I guess, it's, but like, if everything is good, then kind of... Then well, it's, it's funny you say that, because... I'm looking forward to seeing his what if video because it looks like it's a time where he was like, you know what, I'd like to be critical, and his whole audience were like, stop it. Like, stop oh. yeah, that's like, uh, just like the thing. That's exactly that's one of the reasons I don't want to make political videos is because like what most people do is just take a position and never deviate and offer no nuance yeah. and just like regurgitate a perspective, and that's what people want. <laughs> it's really annoying. Well, Reaffirmation, yeah, kind of, right? Yeah. Essentially, people not super interested in being challenged. And I guess this is the film equivalent of, like, if everything's great, and then I guess can maybe, well, no, I guess it's not often that people get upset that a neg like, that is mostly critical, a channel that's mostly critical is like, hey, I like this, but the other way around, oh, careful. Well, you know what? A channel that's mostly critical, like, mostly hates everything, and then they say this thing is uh, particularly well-made, that's usually really well-received for that channel, Well, which yeah, kind of makes sense, I guess. Because they'll because if you, if you, yeah, you focus on why something's good, it's like, oh boy, must be really good then, or someone. I mean, it seems like both results are, are, are sort of just as a res. A, there's like this background of just positive, good, negative, bad. Like there always seems to be that little underlying background radiation that I hate. Should be, you know, being critical shouldn't necessarily be positive or negative in a sense. That knife looks like CGI. Probably is. Watch it's good in these stunts, one. and my gosh, the difference between this and Iron Fist is night hey, and day. Why, why are you allowed to shit on Iron Fist and say that's bad? Hey, uh, <laughs> probably like Iron Fist. Probably he said the, di the difference is night and day. He didn't say one was better or worse. Come on, bring if you If you wanted to see night and day, watch this and then go watch Kill Bill 1. That was the that's night and day. That's not fair. <laughs> Well, there's so many things this film wants to be, but it's like a really like watered down version of the kind of combat that I was hoping I'd even see. And well, I mean, the problem is for me, it's like I feel like we had the what they, you know, the 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 
martial arts movie, but that was only in Act One, and then it just turned into Sludge again. Mm-hmm. Like oh, certainly by Act Dragon. Three, yeah. Man, okay. Yeah, that was so weird. There was like two pretty big action scenes in like the first, I want to say, forty minutes. Yeah, and then an hour well, of like nothing. I that like I didn't realize that the when they met the dad um that that was the first act break i i thought we were much further into the film by that stage but no that was 40 minutes we still had like an hour and a half to go it is a a long movie in a sense Uh, it's long so yeah focus on one guy and you know i love me some marvel villains have ranked their plans i've made villainous scenes about them I have some favorites, Vulture, sure Thanos, Mysterio, Ego, All Zemo. Right. Holy fuck, All his right. list is almost the wow. same as ours. <laughs> his list was great until he threw in the shitty one at the end. They always throw in Killmonger, and I never understand why. Killmonger, Loki, I know, real groundbreaking stuff. But I really think there's a case to be made that Shang-Chi's antagonist, Wen Wu, played by the incomparable Tony Leung, is not only the highlight of this movie, but maybe the best villain the MCU has produced so far. We had, um, when we did our stream on it, um, we we were split on whether or not he did a good job acting wise, right? Like, Shad didn't like his performance, I think. I I mean, I think he did a good job acting. I thought he did. Yeah, I think he did a good job with the performance. Um, I mean, what's he, what's he gonna do? He did what he could. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I I found a lot of Marvel acting. That's just the MCU. I yeah, will say, I got the impression that the material wasn't that, well, I don't think the material is very good and that he made a valiant effort to uh, to add to it, you know? Yeah, I guess Who I'm biased because he's, uh, he's Broken Sword and Hero, which is a movie I really like. Right. I'm uh, positively predisposed shit. towards the dude. Um, the thing uh, about... I thought he was good. The thing about him that really it just stood out was, was like I don't know I thought Simu Liu was shit in the film, uh, really really bland and blank. I, I guess is that, that's... Oh, the, is that the protagonist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was. And so flat. when we had scenes yeah. with him acting across from um, his dad, I, I was I was starting to be whenever his dad was talking, I was like, oh shit, it feels like I'm watching an actor again, where like everything is delivered with uh, purpose and his face matters and stuff. <laughs> his face matters. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's a great, that's a great way to put it. This <laughs> actor so good. He knows his face is important when acting. Yeah, his his face moves. We talk about it with the uh, Flanagan stuff all the time. Just uh, what they say is like a third of taking in what's being delivered to you uh, when a character talks in in his stuff. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So in Marvel, here's... it's like only what they say. Well, here's here's a good question. Do you think that the director and the writer actually told him, like uh, Simu Liu, I guess, uh, Shang-Chi, do you think that they told him what his character was thinking and feeling throughout different parts of the movie? Uh, not only am I going to say no to that, I was I thought you were going to ask me, do you think the director and the writer even spoke to each other? And it's like, probably yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's where we're at. I can, I can definitely I see that. Because Marvel movies are an assembly line. They just churn them out super quick. Yeah, I mean, I, I have so many questions about stuff like that. Like the the mother, I think her name is Yang Li. It's like, okay, I'm falling in love with this like Hitler-esque character and I won't take them into my village, but I will run off with them and have kids with them. And I have these important pendants who I'm going to entrust to my kids, but I won't even tell my husband what the pendants are about. 
and I'm not going to see my family anymore and I'm going to give up all these like it just when you start thinking about it it makes no yeah and, well, and, and it's amusing that the pendants was so important to find the thing where it's just like helicopter dude just good old fashioned helicopter and, it'll and it was to you. find it was to find the village that he just he just stumbled into it like the forest spit him out one time and then he just kind of wandered in there and found it so uh, yeah. Yep. I, yeah yeah i mean you could there's an apologist explanation of like was the waterfall there i'm pretty sure the waterfall was there when he like fights uh his wife right because if, if it yeah that's the way in right the waterfall is like a portal yeah if it if if the waterfall was there then there's just no explanation it's just everything about the entrance to this village is dumb but well because maybe it was especially hilarious because i thought that this happened on the other stream where i was just i kind of was under the impression that the forest was magical related to the other dimension but it's like it's, it's in our dimension it's distinctly not that dimension there's just a magical forest in our dimension for no reason and it eats yeah. people it's just like okay <laughs> like why but okay it seems like the kind of thing where somebody just had the idea and like it got storyboarded and everyone's like okay that's cool how do we work it in like that that seemed to be sort of the situation it's a weird one but, uh... yeah i have no idea movie but maybe the best villain the mcu has produced so far so i want to make my case but first i need to explain why it is such a miracle that the character of wenwu is even remotely coherent because unlike okay. most marvel villains wenwu is not a direct adaptation now wenwu just to be clear that's shang chi's father yeah yes yes okay all right yeah and a quick I... vision of his storyline was that he found the rings because he's just lucky i guess Took over like the whole world, but in a shadowy way, so no one could know because otherwise it wouldn't make any fucking sense at all that we've never heard of him at all. Um, and then he finds a girl and he's like, "Ah, oh, cute, I like you." And she gives up her protecting the forest mantle, and he gives up his rings so they can have a family. Then she's killed by his old enemies, and he gets his rings back and starts killing people. And then his two kids run off, brings them back ten years later to see what they've been up to takes their pendants, uses that to get back in the forest because he's being told through ghostly voices that his wife is behind a big wall. And then he breaks in, smashes open the wall, and gets eaten by a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. his story. Pretty, pretty, pretty succinct, yeah. So we, we're, we're never given... This is one of the things I was wondering about. We don't, like, we don't see the origin of the rings or him getting the rings, right? He just no, has them? So it's, it's the, Isn't that it's really important? It's very amusing to think about because, yeah, the film is called The Legend of the Ten Rings and the post credit stinger is, ah, so you will learn about the rings next time. Not this time. No, <laughs> it's not this time. Watch the next movie. Yeah, and, uh, Wow. I saw an article that was like, Marvel is not done yeah. with Wen Wu, and it's just like, oh, we're getting a prequel fucking movie where he finds the rings? Maybe, yeah. Maybe flashbacks in the next Shang-Chi character instead a fusion of two very complicated characters one with a messy comics history and one with an equally messy movie history so i guess this segment is a mini when Wu isn't when Wu. fantastic let's start with the simple one in the comics shang chi's father is a man named zhang zhu kind of he's the leader of an ancient organization however it is not called the 10 rings it's actually called the five weapon society so a little different okay. okay that that's so much better it should not be named the 10 ring society it's really confusing well we got two the 
They probably should have just uh, dropped all of it for Iron Man 3. The um, 10 rings and the Mandarin and stuff and just tried to make it anew. I don't know that five weapon society sounds that much better though. Well, just it, anything would be better because it's it's like just it confusing. It's like, well, there's the ten rings, and then there's the ten ring society, and then and then you have to try and track. Okay, what is the ten ring society? And it's like, well, it's this secret society of people who overthrew governments. But now there's just like seven dudes hanging out in a fort in China or something. And what are they doing? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's they're just. It, they're on the little it's computers, very... making sure that the world does what they want. I guess. Yeah, they're just, they're just chilling. Or uh, yeah, these, these are all. It's a problem when you though. invent a new shadowy government that's controlling everything. You're like, what are they doing exactly? And you're like, well, they can't be doing anything because they haven't had any influence on any of the events prior. You're like, right, okay. So they just sort of sit there. Different, but simple enough, right? you see, back in the olden days of the 1970s, Marvel had the rights to an extremely popular character named Fu Manchu. And when I say extremely popular, I mean so popular that you've probably never read an old Shang-Chi comic, but you're kind of familiar with the name Fu Manchu. That's because this character was also used extensively in radio plays and books and also his famous mustache-beard combo that bears his name. When Nick Cage dresses like this in the Grindhouse trailer, he's rocking a Fu Manchu. But the character was also super racist, so Marvel did the right thing and renamed the character Zhang Zhu. Just kidding. From what? The rights lapsed. <laughs> Wait, was Wait, was what, he saying that was... Fu Manchu the name is racist? Or? Is the band racist? Is the 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 mustache, is that racist? I'm not sure I'm what. I'm assuming it's what? like a, what, a characterization thing. Well, because it, it made him sound like the renaming him was the... Part? The unracifying of him, or the racistness-fying. I don't know. That was a little bit confusing. Are Chinese names racist? I, I, I'm curious what he's pointing to is the racist part. Dude, it sounded like you said confurious. That was, that's interesting. It's like we're mad confused. and confused. Well, you would assume that he's like an amalgamation of racist stereotypes. I mean, that's at least what I apparently, would assume. Apparently, the name doesn't make sense. Like, if it's meant to be a Chinese name, it doesn't make sense. Well, no huh. one fucking knows that. He needs to explain this. Well, uh, yeah, that's the problem. Is like I have no idea about like. Fu I hear Zhang Zhu, and I'm like, oh, that's like a Chinese name, I guess. He's like, no, I, it's super I, racist. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't know. I he needs to. He needs to explain it because yeah, I have no People idea about that. any of this. Someone said he literally started a joke and you cut him off. Well, th that's really unclear. <laughs> that's that's it's all. unclear because yeah, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> Let's see if you're right. Grindhouse trailer, he's rocking a Fu Manchu. But the character was also super racist. So Marvel did the right thing and renamed the character Zhang Zhu. Just kidding. The rights lapsed in Fu Manchu, so they needed to come up with a new name. I guarantee that if Marvel never lost the rights, Fu Manchu would still be around today. That doesn't so it's not, now, name, I'm, now I'm literally Fu even Man. more confused. <laughs> so the name Fu Manchu, the fact that he's named Fu Manchu is the racist part? Wait, was that supposed to be a joke? I'm, this is, I'm even more confused now. So was so it... His point was the name was racist, but they did the right thing and changed it. No, just kidding. The rights lapsed and they wouldn't have changed it. So the point is still that the name is racist. Right. That's literally That's what we were talking about. Like, what? Yeah, so 
this is why it sometimes that wasn't a joke like, you didn't let them finish it's like well it doesn't sometimes like we've already got a problem <laughs> like well yeah that's the context that's, doesn't help that's possibly a prime so, example of uh the person chat being wrong that time so the the <laughs> Sorry, hair buddy. the 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 facial uh the the the, the face the hair the the What's it called? Uh, Mustache or no? Like when you have facial hair, I guess is why the the facial hair style Fu Manchu is named after the character Fu Manchu, who was from a a nineteen. It's it's like a, it's it's from a the mystery of Doctor Fu Manchu by Sax Romer. Hmm. In the first half of the 20th century, and he had that hairstyle, and so I guess that's where the um it comes from. But well, okay. he said it was based on like a pulp from the early 20th century, and it's like, well, yeah, you know, maybe there is something there, but like I have no idea. I don't know anything about Fu Manchu. So like, I just assumed it was a like a, a Chinese. Uh, thing like i i don't know i and well, i still don't I even mean, know if this is made in america though right like that's or, or english author okay uh yeah sucks right then. um um okay right so yeah. least of my concerns in the universe i think i'm just i just got lost I, very I'm quickly confused. <laughs> yeah. I'm confused yeah but anyway the comics is actually Zhang Zhu. A little confusing, but audiences well, will probably... I was gonna say, he I, made it like, more confusing yeah. than it was. <laughs> because all I needed was Wen Wu was his dad in the film. It's like, yeah, I'm alright, cool. <laughs> but now you're like, to um To uh, vaguely bolster yeah. kind of Rags opening with like, I don't fucking care about the comics. The thing is, the MCU's, like, however much sense the comics make has never been what determines how much sense the MCU makes. They are, they are two different they things. Are different. They're different. The yeah. MCU makes um, changes giving... to the, yeah. Yeah, if you're giving me all this backstory in the comic about things and da-da-da, I'm just like, I'm, I've already kind of zoned out because I just don't care. I, what's well, in the movie? I assume what he's trying to say is like, oh, look how complicated and strange it is in the comics, so no wonder, like, it's a miracle that when we ended up the way that he was. And I'm just sitting here like, well, it, they might have just ignored the source entirely. Like, we, they've done that before. ...be able to know anything about Shang-Chi comics, but that's only half of it. In this movie, Shang-Chi's father is also the Mandarin. A character that the MCU has been hinting at from the very beginning. Not hinting with... at. They, they no. did, it, it was it was Aldrich Killian. <laughs> the, it's like, fucked. The uh, let's be honest, yeah. it's completely fucked. Like I have what is like the Ten Rings. You're like, oh, and then oh boy, you like the Ten Rings are run by the Mandarin. Oh, and it's like the Mandarin isn't who the Mandarin is. Actually, it's just that guy with the no, weird. It's yeah, old, yeah the, the orange man. <laughs> he made stuff up to try and connect it back to the origins of the MCU. By the way, I, think it was just, I like uh, that they've tried to address Shane Black's fucking of Iron Man 3, like, because he's like, wouldn't it be funny if I subverted it and the Mandarin was just this idiot and then it turns out there's just some other guy who's using it. And, like, I think if they had full control of, because I don't think, like, Iron Man 3 was probably, he was probably given just free reign. Because again, as far as I know, doing the surgery on, on Iron Man and blowing up his suits was not, like, that wasn't anyone's plan. That was just something that Shane Black was like, let's do that as his arc. 
Also, Age of Ultron is next. The one where Iron Man has the fucking Iron Legion. <laughs> where he's already blown up his suits. It's like, well, this is awkward. Yeah, something I, I generally... Confused. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, something I generally find annoying is when people are different just for the sake of being different. Like, I think that's basically always wrong. Like, there's a lot of value to be had in subverting expectations, but you don't, you don't just do it for the sake of it. It's not like, oh, well, there's an established lore. I'm just going to do something different. You know, like, why? <laughs> I, I don't get it. It's the and, kind of subversion I fucking despise. Ryan Johnson does yeah. the same stuff. It's, it, you, you see it a lot in, like, um, I guess what you could call Sundance reject movies. It's like, oh, well, films are generally in linear chronology, so I'm going to use nonlinear chronology. And it's like, now you just made a shittier movie. Now it's just confusing and more complicated and harder to track. And you didn't add anything to it. Yeah, well, it's like, I bet you guys like it when things are easy to follow. Well, I'm going to submit that. You're like, okay. Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, it's another thing in, in art films. It's like, oh, well, you know, Hollywood movies are trying to be entertaining. Well, I'm going to make a movie that's not entertaining. It's like, okay. Um, uh, good luck with that. Yeah, well, show the fledgling MCU was clearly dropping hints and had some ideas for future stuff, but it just it wasn't as set as it is now. And the irony is that it's much worse now, even though it is the setting pathways. Um, and so this, the but Ten Rings it... were just this this mess that different writers were trying to figure out, but nobody really did. Wait, you think it's worse now than it was in Phase One? Yeah, like way worse. Oh, easily, really? Because yeah. yeah. I, I, what do you mean, real easily? Not even well, close. I, okay, just just to give you some background, the only Phase Three movies I saw were Civil War and Infinity War. I didn't watch any of the right, others. Right, so you still so, you saw a good, the, some good content. Yeah, because Civil War is really good, and Infinity War is got a lot of good Infinity stuff in War, it. Yeah, Infinity War is a film that I think has a lot of merit despite its problems. Yeah, yeah I, I, I enjoyed Infinity War fine. I, I recently yeah. learned that Civil War was good. <laughs> I guess I guess to give you almost like the right that was the, the conversation the other day i guess the broad <laughs> overview would be like um i think phase one is is the most coherent overall um time in the mcu just because it was a lot simpler was gonna, it's a, it, it makes sense that it would be because there's so much less well, to contradict I think, yeah I think they the, start the easy Go well they, they start losing their, the plot i i think a little bit because i feel like yeah the, the breakdown they have lost phase, the plot they've definitely lost the plot I guess the the too long didn't read for the MCU was like phase one is pretty coherent. Um, the the there but there are only a couple of the well no actually no three of those films I would consider to just be downright good. Um, yeah, phase one is pretty coherent. Phase two is like the mundane phase. It's like oh, you, in fact, phase two is pretty not good at all. Yeah, phase, uh, phase two seems to me like they were like let's do it again phase let's one was phase pretty one successful yeah. and then james gunn was like also my thing and they're like yeah yeah yeah, that's fine you yeah. do that and of course the problem there is like well you can't do phase one again you've you the avengers exist they need to interact and then phase three is like oh let's do that and then they started off really great um and they were doing really well and then it just fell apart at the end um and yeah phase four is a disaster in phase one i was actually defending marvel movies because you would see a lot of blockbusters that just didn't have, I guess you could call them um, sensible aesthetic production standards. Like movies would just be incoherent, have really bad action editing, or just, just mm -hmm. like even, you know, Shang-Chi is, a, I think, a pretty bad movie. But I could track the movie, right? A lot of the blockbusters before Marvel, you just couldn't even track them. You couldn't tell what the fuck was going on. And I was like, oh, well, here comes Marvel and they're going to have like, you know, consistent production standards. 
well, that seems nice. That's that's better than these other things, right? But yeah, when phase you mean two. Consistent, do you mean like um a, a consistent, I guess, film vocabulary or? Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a good way to put it. Like you could call it a right. style. Like okay. a, a, a style is sort of like a set of consistent decisions that you make based on having learned lessons or whatever, right? To make it so that a movie is easier to produce. Uh, and you can see that in most, uh, you know, most directors will make consistent choices. And there's reasons behind those choices and all of that. But yeah, the, the, the I guess you could say the cinematic language was at least competent. So I was like, okay, well, they're competent. But then phase two just really started to bore me. It's like, okay, you're just doing the same thing over and over. like you know if you turn on a movie and you can reasonably accurately guess what's going to happen 20 minutes in advance for the entire movie it's just like uh whatever yeah well I, I, yeah they cracked the formula by then um and they were on top of the world kind of and so then phase three is like they start uh taking more what i think is more risks like the controlled risks for lack of a better word like like i guess they they were worried about ant-man they were worried about um probably about doctor strange just like can we launch these characters compared mm. to ones that are much more known and um and then civil war is like this despite popular belief it changes up as uh, this the whole the world building entirely um which is oh, unfortunate yeah. no one took it forward Someone said, yeah, by the way, that Phase 2 is Winter Soldier in it. That's like the best MCU movie. It's like, no, it isn't. welcome to EFAP. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. right. If you're new here, Winter Soldier is one of the worst, unfortunately. It suffers from yeah. catastrophic yeah. plot, thematic, and character issues. And world building. Um, and yeah, it's just, it fails it's... on all cylinders, and it does serious damage yeah, to Captain America. And yeah, pretty much the only I refuse to agree. Or, Black Widow, but they ruin her later. Yeah, I refuse to agree that it like meaningfully um, approaches the concept of security versus freedom at all in that movie. Well, no, no I, absolutely, it doesn't. Yeah, they never and, explore it. But yeah, so just if if you're confused as to why, go watch the debate where we establish that Far From Home is better. <laughs> Um, um, if you actually, um, let me, I need to use the loo real quick. I will be right back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, phase oh, four Iron then. Man had a, a great opening. Sorry? Iron Man. Iron Man had a great opening, like that opening scene. Such a great hook. I Iron Man 1? Yeah, because it's on screen right now. It's like, yeah, I, Iron Man 1 was quite good. It appealed to people who had no clue about comics or even where this may go. It was just like, imagine a, an inventor, an engineer, who's captured by like yeah. terrorists and told to build one of his newest bombs because they want like him to do that, obviously. And instead he builds a suit that he breaks out of the place with. It's just like, that sounds badass as fuck. Yeah, it was oh, also, yeah. if I recall correctly, actually somewhat funny. Like, it, oh, you know, yeah. it's funny, yeah. In a, in a way that certainly Shang-Chi isn't. <laughs> Uh, I didn't laugh at all, I think, when I was watching Shang-Chi. I don't think I've laughed at all watching the uh, Phase 4, actually. I think a couple of times at the beginning of WandaVision, I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Um, man, that's actually kind of surreal to think about how much content has been consumed and no laughter or joy. Well, yeah, I man. mean, comedy often comes from, like, subversion, and the, the movies yeah. just don't want to be subversive at all, so... Well, they... Yeah, they are. Like, like, it's like, okay, here's, here's a great example of what you were talking about earlier. Like, um, Tony Stark is not an entirely likable character. He's kind of an asshole. You know, mm -hmm. he's definitely better than you in basically every conceivable way. Like, the a, a problem you often get with movie protagonists is that 
like for a blockbuster is that they just don't really have a personality. And the reason for that is because they don't want to be off-putting by creating something that you can't relate to. Well, Tony Stark is certainly that. Yeah, like... That's a standard meme, right, with like young adult like fantasy novels for like teenage girls is that usually the uh the, the main character blank slate so it's really easy to project your personality onto them yeah exactly which i i'm thoroughly unconvinced that it's good either artistically or as a marketing strategy personally but i like, think that it probably is a very successful marketing strategy but i don't know that that means much to me as a as like any point of praise or you know what i mean like yeah, it yeah, probably makes sense in the same way that's like, well, Master Chief, I guess it's it depends how purposeful it is, right? Like in Halo, Master Chief was deliberately made a blank slate because they wanted you to project onto him. But that's a bit different because it's a video game. Yeah, the, I, playing as him. Yeah, that, that might be a long conversation, but I think video games are yeah, a probably. lot different. <laughs> a lot oh, different. For sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, like Tony Stark's character was, at least in the in the context of blockbuster films, very subversive, and that's I think one of the reasons he was able to be so funny. And uh, I, yeah, you just yeah, don't I, get that anymore. Well, funnily enough, um, I feel that way about Doctor Strange. Like, I liked watching him in. I don't. I don't think Doctor Strange is a good film, but I do like Doctor Strange. Um, and he's an asshole too. It's like, hey, he's like a, a character. You know, he he is a distinct personality. And he is on the track to like become a hero. Um, I feel like the resistance towards ever having characters who are like dicks is a uh, can can yield not so great results. From I guess it's, it's kind of a risk because I think like if you just make them yeah. a blank slate, you know what you're going to get. But if you have a distinct character like I mean like Doctor House or Tony Stark or Doctor Strange or whatever, like it, the the ceiling is so much higher in terms of what you can accomplish than just having, you know, Joe Everyman or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I I tend to prefer when they're distinct, even if uh, oh, someone in chat said Halo isn't a good storyline. Stop it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> say such things. Doesn't have great <laughs> characters, but that has a, a really like... I'm gonna that. You can disagree with Wood Soldier being best, but to say it's awful is laughable. It's like it ain't laughable to us. Watch the debate. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they wouldn't be convinced by that, but uh, I just—it it is funny okay. to me. So just we are in perpetually a world that is celebratory of Winter Soldier. And it's like, <sighs> so what, it's why, why do you think people like Winter Soldier so much? If you find uh, it so repellent, the pacing is probably um, like. Yeah. almost perfect the action scenes like really engaging it's a really cool movie to have your main guy be like completely underdogged in terms of he's being hunted down by yeah. like two governments at once um and he and wins i think obviously. the uh the scene with you know him and bucky it's like that's an emotional high point that is it's easy to see why everybody likes that part um but how we got there is pretty insane um, which is usually like the issue with you know a film is how how did we get to our emotional payoff matters a lot. Yeah, and there's like yeah. no scene that doesn't have insane stupid shit in it. And the problem is like we sit here as you call it conduits for like ah we've we've gotten all these standards about like uh, inconsistencies and it's like Winter Soldier fucking has a bazillion of them. What do we do with this? And it's just like eh, but it's fun though. Well, yeah, I've, there's like fifteen or twenty things wrong with um like the the fury assassination scene like uh, there is so much that doesn't work in the scene and it's the whole reason why the plot happened and there were already and honestly you can say that for like every scene well yeah because uh the scene when he gets 
like fate killed and everything involving that. It's like, dude, there's like probably 20 problems here <laughs> that need to be talked about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, pro I probably have a, I probably have a slightly higher tolerance for things not making sense than you guys, but I, here, here's kind of an interesting question. Cause I feel if I go like go to a theater and sit down and the movie starts, I feel like I have a very good impression of how good the movie is after like legitimately 30 seconds. Like how you, you can sort of tell the level of craft that's on display. Um, do you guys feel the same and way? That, I think not, sometimes you can tell not quickly, sure. um, but it's it's hard to say, isn't it, right? Like, it depends on what you need to do at the beginning of a film. Like, how long does it take to get started? Um, yeah, and I've, I've gone to a point sometimes where I'm watching it and I'm like, it really depends on how they end this. will determine, like, mm -hmm. how... Well, how... Midnight Mass kind of is, like, uh... a clear example of that, <laughs> isn't it? Well, so, I, I guess, here, here's the way that I would put it is, I've seen movies that were otherwise acceptable or good ruined by bad endings, but I've never seen a bad or unacceptable movie saved by the ending. I don't think that's ever happened. Can you think of examples of that? Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of terrible movies, and it and I felt saved when it ended. <laughs> Noise. That's that's another thing altogether. Yeah, I no. Don't know. It, um, having something that's yeah, really bad then an ending that makes me go, well, at least. At least the ending was good. It's like that doesn't really happen that often. Well, yeah, the yeah. ending would have to totally recontextualize everything that happened before and make it look good. Oh, I, think, would be the... I can think of something, but that's spoilers. <laughs> like, oh, uh -oh. well, the, this whatever free, you'll know what I'm talking about. The, th think of the description. Uh, something that gets recontextualized entirely by the ending. Uh, yeah, and it literally yeah, makes it go yeah, from poorly yeah, written yeah, to yeah. well written. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that could be an but interesting supervillain, the recontextualizer. <laughs> Wouldn't that still be a failure of writing if it was perceived to be bad and then saved? Like, well, the, the, no. the context, it's, there's a reason why it's, it's bad. And I would go as far as saying there are clues to give that away to you, but it's only the end yeah. that it's explicit. I, I think that's the big oh, thing okay. is that it makes sense in universe why it's bad. Um, which means that it, we've we've got something a bit different here. I'd, I'd be interested to talk about that, but obviously I have no I, no idea what what the actual example yeah, is. Yeah, well, unfortunately, can't, can't be giving that away. It's, yeah, if you if if you remember, through. just ask me about it after stream, and I can tell you all about it. Don't worry. Sure. Um, but yes, yeah, so we, we were talking about the ten rings. Let us continue. Seemingly direction, <laughs> as you probably know, in the comics. The Mandarin is Tony Stark's arc. We don't joke. know that. I think we need to we need to drop this idea that people just know the comics. Well, it's weird that he explains gotta, so much about them, but then simultaneously will say like, "You know this." It'd be like, "Oh, okay." Like, as yeah, um, this, as you probably know, Iron Man's arch nemesis. Like, no, the Mandarin well, is don't know Iron that. Man's arch nemesis, though. I will say, yeah, the sure. Well, so right, would you say that there is no time that he should assume anyone knows anything about the comics? Should what if, what if somebody yeah because I guess the easy example would be obviously Joker is Batman's arch nemesis. Would you have the same issue of like what do you mean no obviously not everybody has read the comics? Well, there's, I mean, there's um, kind of... it's it's to a degree when like the idea that as you probably know Iron Man's arch nemesis is Wang oh, a lot of people know that though. I was going to say, the, the, yeah, uh, that is, that is I've known that, and it, as, it doesn't come up in, like, a lot of stuff, and I know, it, I guess, just because it's, that's, it does, I would actually argue it's probably relatively common knowledge, even though it doesn't even sound that intuitive, right? 
the Mandarin well, is Iron Man's, Man's enemy. In the same way that it's relatively common knowledge that the Red Skull is like yeah. uh, Captain America's main enemy. Well, I, I don't think you would ever need to say it, because if you say, as you already know, and they actually do, right, then you just yeah. shouldn't be mentioning that would, it. That would be <laughs> and, if and if they don't know, yeah, yeah if they don't of, know, well, then just explain well, that, that that's kind of the thing I brought up is the the whole as you probably know is like more likely than not to know this. Uh, um, I'd I don't know no. if you're watching a movie called Shang Chi's When Wu is the best Marvel villain, might actually be that you're more likely to know that than not. Like if, if I if I was if I was talking to I don't know someone walked out of I don't know some like maybe romantic comedy and then I just jumped in front of them and said, "Hey, as you know, the Mandarin is like." Iron Man's arch villain. They'd, they'd probably the police, be a little bit yeah. confused. They might call the police, but uh, no. After talks, I explains to them why when we was the best Marvel villain. He talks a lot about uh, comic book side of things. I, th I guess on his channel, so it's safe to assume his fan base would have the maybe. Because I was going to say, like, when you're talking to um, people who've read the comics vaguely, then you can guarantee they'll know that. Uh, you can't guarantee they'll know specific details. I guess so. You know, he's probably just balancing between those two audiences, like a brand new person and a person who knows this and finds it annoying that he would even say it as, like, news. Like, um... It's, it's tough to know exactly what the answer is on that one, I guess. As you probably know, in the comics, the Mandarin is Tony Stark's archenemy, his Joker, or Lex Luthor. Part of this has to do with Tony Stark's early connection to East Asia via Vietnam, since his 60s origin had Tony getting captured in the Vietnam War. Like, every few decades, Tony Stark's origin is updated to be part of whatever the current global conflict is that the U.S. It's kind of nuts that, um, that that's happened with, it just reminded me of Homer, his, um, childhood uh, has to keep changing now because... Now it's the 90s. Now it's the 90s. Which it's feels like, so oh, weird because I grew up in essentially the, the 90s and I'm like, yeah. Homer was an adult when I was growing up. What do you mean? What's <laughs> <It's> happening? <laughs> the... Yeah. Yeah, just you have to keep updating everything to make it more. Yeah, I don't know. It feels weird, and I don't know what the solution for that is. I guess it just. Um, I don't know. Unless you just well, yeah, because the problem is you, either you have to keep it in the '90s or keep up with modern. Kind of like the South Park thing, where it's like they've been ten years old for like twenty-five years at this point. I mean, because someone could argue it's like, isn't it worth doing? Because it's kind of funny, and it's like I guess it would just be about execution at that point if someone can bring that up. Like, Homer, I thought you grew up in the 70s, he's like, I don't I guess, know. I don't know, yeah, and maybe it is just the fact that I'm more endeared to the old stuff, obviously. It's like, nah, he grew up in the 70s, sorry. Yeah, I know, yeah. The, our, our sort of perception of Homer as a character relies some of those things to be in stone. And I imagine there's a lot of people who feel that way about Tony Stark, be like, especially if maybe, comic yeah. fans would be like, this wasn't well, his origin. But I haven't even heard I mean, that, to be honest with you. The and, and I guess because you can get away with it more so with someone like Wolverine, because of the fact that he's prolonged aging. You can keep his origin mostly yeah, intact yeah. without having to keep updating it. True. Decades, Tony Stark's origin is updated to be part of whatever the current global conflict is that the U.S. either started or just made worse. Most recently, Afghanistan. So, Tony faced off again. Okay, thanks for that. <laughs> simple. I, I don't know. I don't know. Do the South Koreans, are they really upset that the United States intervened in Korea? I think they're pissed off about that. Let's, Doesn't let's that feel, though, like just an arbitrary injection? Fuck the U.S. Well, why, well, why didn't you just say they just updated it to, like, a war that was happening around that time? Yeah, that's, that is the only relevant part of that. <laughs> but you, you had to throw in, like... 
the very specific opinion of politically. You're like, okie dokie. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, US bad. You nailed it. Good job. There's no nuance to any of this. The reasons for any of those conflicts. And that's the thing. If someone was like, well, it's, it would be your choice to, I don't know, elaborate or stuff. It's just like, yeah, but you, know, it's not the thing. You, you didn't have to put it in, but you did. And that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he said it so he's a good person now. Yes. And plus, do we want to go down the road of, oh, yeah, uh, Afghanistan was better with the I, Taliban and all this stuff? It's like, let's calm down, all right? Especially now. It's I just, just wanted to talk about this movie about the rings, man. Well, so, so this, <laughs> we is, this is kind of my point. Like, yet, really. oh, this movie with dragons that's based on this nonsense with rings and magic and, and Iron Man flying around. It's like, also, the Afghanistan war was a mistake. You're like, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Why did you. <laughs> We're talking about other things, but okay. <laughs> Afghanistan. So, Tony faced off against many East Asian the Mandarin, a Chinese warlord with 10 magic alien rings, each of which grand superpower. I didn't even know about this. So, they were they were actual rings. Contains the miniature heart of a star and I'm sorry, what? And scorches the air before it. You know, decelerates time around the wearer, appears like, as super speed to the what? Fuck me. So he's OP as shit. Yeah, oh my god. Creates world upon world of illusory fable as impossible to escape as a tangle of dreams, but Dude, this is a like tangle of dreams. This is better than the Infinity Fuck Stones. Me. Decelerates time around the wearer, appears a super speed Dude, to the watcher. Holy the fuck. Infinity Stones. Like, yeah, these are, holy crap. There's 10 of these, too. <laughs> there's 10 as opposed to 6. Yeah. And how hard would it be to get all ten of these off of his fingers? Do you like how like, you got incandescence, spectral, uh, lightning, and then the liar? Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna go with and then spin. Well, spin or is illusion. yeah, spin is distracting too. They, yeah. they sound like uh, cards and binding music. <laughs> Opens a beam of nothingness. <laughs> from the, of I gotta Mandarin. see where that one is. Opens a beam of nothingness. Oh no. I gotta read here. I'm gonna pull it back a little bit. Alien I wanna read okay, so which its wear a demonic difference. Oh, right. Demonic superpower. Pretty standard. There we go. Okay. Not Opens a beam of nothingness from the icy heart of outer space. What? Creates a deafening <laughs> boom as the vacuum is filled. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Winds up and warps the air itself, can appear ghostly, can appear that not at all. G. What does that Bad. mean? Winds up and warps air itself can appear not at all. That's... It means he can be invisible. He can be invisible, yeah. So he can be invisible, he can summon black holes, he can fabricate <laughs> he illusions. Has a star in his How brain. was Tony supposed to defeat him? <laughs> There's no possible way that he could defeat him if he's got all these powers. Wait, the miniature heart of a star? Him. Yeah. That's. Oof. That's, that's gonna blow up Earth, like, when you bring it into Earth. Almost each explode. of these rings would defeat Tony easily, like... Yeah. You know the whole, like, creates a world upon world of illusory fable, <laughs> as impossible to impossible escape as a tangle of dreams? Yeah. I'm so sorry, uh, how are you escaping that? <laughs> so how do you escape, yeah. We have we have all of them here in this one. We Shatters got... and reimagines relationships on a subatomic level. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I guess that explains how he got married to that chick. Relationships? Yeah, what does that, that even mean? Their, that explains <laughs> their divorce. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, they don't get divorced. Dude. I mean, I guess they get the ultimate divorce. Look at that one. It creates various forces that undergo a body... Sorry, that cause a body to undergo change. You're like, like killing them? Is, I'm assuming. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, can I can I separate them into like 17 different pieces and they die or? Creates demonic... malleable darkness. Okay, well here, well here could be so the demonic ring actually could explain darkness. the plot hole of the wife's motivation. The irresistible urge compels people into the unknown, creates loyalty, and creates obsession. So that could explain that. <laughs> why would you need an army I mean these things create more problems than they solve <laughs> I think it's safe to say that the, 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 actually the demonic critic explains so many plot holes because there's this crazy part of the movie where like both of the kids have run away from the dad and then the dad shows up and the kids are like oh yeah we'll just go with you now well until they don't it's safe to assume that the rings here are not the rings in the film. Like, oh yeah, of the, course. The, they just do not have these capabilities at all. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what this is taken from, honestly. So, well, maybe it's different in other pieces of media. Who knows? Like yeah. other comics. But I mean, this is insane. Like, <laughs> look it at creates this. malleable darkness, a dark light. <laughs> what does like, that what mean? Is that? What does that mean? <laughs> like what is malleable dark darkness? <laughs> malleable dark? It malleable the absence of it's light? It's malleable, yeah. Yeah, you can sort know. of wield it as a sword. I mean, tech, you could shape so darkness a, wait, in a matter wait, 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 of speaking. He has a dark saber? Oh, he has to be. I, he definitely ass. has it. He is, he's, wait, this, is, this guy Gideon. is mega edge. Like, <laughs> yes. I didn't know Moff Gideon was the Mandarin. I always thought it was obvious for him, but you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. Okay, so he, okay, so he's Thanos. I mean, yeah, basically, Thanos would have trouble defeating this guy. Thanos, yeah. yeah. The Mandarin had a pretty consistent look, with the occasional extreme redesign, like how they turned him into a green monster man oh in the God. '90s cartoon where Modok was a little baby. So Iron Man One comes out, and hey, that's the Ten Rings. It's like the Mandarin. And that villain, he's got a ring. I wonder if okay. he's the Mandarin. Or he's working for the Mandarin? Could be. And then, Iron Man 2, apparently, the Ten Rings gave Vanko his ticket to Monaco. They have their hands in a lot of different pots. And they're meddling in Tony Stark's affairs again. This has to be leading to something. So then, we get a comment. And then Shane like, Black okay. ruined it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will perpetually be salty that Ben Kingsley didn't get to play an actual Mandarin. Well, no, because now he is condemned to Trevor Slattery. And like, yeah, we've had two full movies with him being just he's awkwardly there. Like, hello. Yeah. Uh, that's like, that's a very dude, fun question. Oh. Is is that the guy in the prison cave at the end? Yes. Yeah. Why is he there? I like you say at the end. <laughs> that's, like, oh, that's right. It's not at the end. It just kind of it's yeah. halfway. Yeah, like, it takes ages. I, just, I was so confused about who that was and why he was around. Yeah, so that's that's Trevor Slattery. He was fake Mandarin in Iron Man three. Like, and the trailers had him be this really cool, intimidating uh, villain who was going to come up against Iron Man and yeah, presumably yeah. use magic against a hero who is highly tech. Based. Just ruthless, like, dude, cunning, awesome. and like yeah. didn't he had like a very he came across as having one a singular purpose and he was going to achieve it, uh, and it was going to show Iron Man for like a fraud or something. You know, there, there was it's is it it's weird because Shane Black would have made that part too, and it's just like do, that, please. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you can you do more of that? That would be nice. What's up? 
Okay, so but what what is the character's function in Shang Chi the film? Um, a he doesn't do anything. Iron Man a little plot device. I think. Yeah, he's there. Wait, why does he come? I'm just so confused. I guess yeah. he's there. He's there to talk to the like uh, magical creature to get them through the forests. Yeah, I that's guess. something he can do. <laughs> Out of context, that's so hilarious. He's like, he's there to talk to the, the headless creature to get them through the magical forest. <laughs> it, it, it's called like a wound wound or something. Apparently, it's like actually that's a yeah. legitimate like uh, thing mythology. in Chinese folklore. Yeah, yeah. it's it's um, legitimate. Yeah, yeah. That was that that whole. I was so confused. Even rewatching it, I was like, he was giving his whole spiel, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Can you have a I don't, I don't know who you are. <laughs> Sorry, what? Can you have an illegitimate made-up thing? Maybe. Well, I mean, it would be the idea of it's not. It's it's like a thing that was created. Uh, I guess the you. idea would be like if you said that it was part of the mythology, but it wasn't. It's like oh, so that is something you've uh, added. In now. that case, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's what that would be the distinction. Maybe. Okay, so I, a, a potential rewrite of Shang Chi that I thought as I was watching it that just makes so much more sense to me is that oh. the kids don't defect until they just stay with the father. And the father goes to the place, and they defect once they get to the timeless isle or whatever. Wouldn't that just solve the entire messy part of the movie? That's just yeah, doesn't part. make sense. Yes, you wouldn't have to do the Travis Slattery thing. You wouldn't have to do any of that stuff. Oh my god, he, he would because like because it's right after they do the magical water, whatever the fuck maze, uh, whatever that was, and then he's like, oh, now I know how to get to the place that I already got to without instructions okay let's go and then the kids are like no don't do that and it's like just don't say that just go and then you skip like half an hour of movie <laughs> it doesn't make any sense yeah. yeah i suppose uh, they wanted to have that gap where the our heroes can train for a day or whatever also why would you imprison your daughter in a place she's already broken out of you forgot about that this That's is fine. mark two this is he updated the security. He changed his he password. Didn't. He did a he gave all of his guards diversity training. He made sure that all the building was up to code. And he's like, now uh, now I am unstoppable. He changed his Twitter, uh, <laughs> his company's Twitter profile to have the, the rainbow flag in it. I am unstoppable now, he said to himself. No one can oh, escape God. me. But then I'm he got eaten by a big demon, so explain he that. He got eaten by a big demon. But turns out it was a metaphorical demon. He'd succumbed to pressures of the world around him, and it destroyed who he was. Do you was. think the big demon represents cancellation? Oh, it might be. <laughs> oh, yeah, who, who was it that got canceled? Because I knew somebody got canceled. Is oh, it the from... main guy? Oh, to, like, yeah, yeah, post? main guy, because he, yeah, he, he said some things. Um, uh, that's unfortunate. He, he Is he from things. China? Sorry? Is he from China? Oh, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. I just know I think that... he's Canadian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought he was Canadian. The time was canon. I cannot find anything official one way or the other about whether it is canon now, but during the events of this two-issue comic, <laughs> Rhodey in the new and improved War Machine armor goes to China to fight the Ten Rings. In fact, he's been tracking the Ten Rings all over the world because they're such a big deal. 
and they have a hammer tech okay. tank which fires ex-wife missiles that work because as has been pointed out to me by many people many times and i appreciate every single one the ex-wife was a kinetic kill switch which means it wouldn't detonate under a certain radius to protect the user and there is no way right. that 20 feet is the radius so funnily so um i don't know if Fringy's probably the only person who's going to remember iron man 2 enough to be able to talk about this yeah. i guess but you you just saw the clip there i always hated that moment in iron man 2 because those people found it really funny and i was just like dude with how they described that thing, we wouldn't want that blowing up right next to Tony and Rhodey. So, like, that was a really dumb move by Rhodey anyway. But according to what he just said, it wasn't a dud missile, which, by the way, doesn't quite make sense as well. Like, the idea that, like, oh, hammer tech, you know, it's all shit compared to Tony. It's like, well, it just, he doesn't know how to make a missile explode. Like, I don't know, it just, the joke doesn't quite land for me. But it's also that, um... If, if it's the matter of it needs to travel further than that before it's armed, then that just makes Rhodey look like a complete fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, that's great. <laughs> ...under a certain radius to protect the user, and there is no way that 20 feet is the radius. So the ex-wife worked perfectly, Rhodey used it wrong, justice served. Anyway, mm. and here's where it gets really messy. At the end of this comic, which takes place during the events of Avengers, we actually kind of see the leader of the Ten Rings, like just his hands, like Dr. Claw and Inspector Gadget. But he's a real okay. guy and seems to be known <laughs> as and is referred what? to by his subordinates as Andrew. Mandarin. But oh. then in Iron Man 3, we learn that the Mandarin is a title invented by Killian. There was... It's just funny to me because I'm just like, yes, the MCU's continuity is just completely Fuck. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, I, we know. Oh, well, so because the part I'm interested in this video is where he's going to get to uh, assume soon, where he's like, but Wen was amazing, and here's why. There's never one known as the Mandarin, and Wen Wu makes the same point in Shang-Chi. And I can already hear some of you shouting, well, in the All Hail the King bonus one shot on the Iron Man 3 DVD, someone working for the real Mandarin, who I think is supposed to be Dark How do you or know something? they're working for the real Mandarin? I don't even know. I haven't even seen this. Because they have a tattoo? Have you seen this, Fringy? I haven't. No, I didn't even know this existed. Also, Kidnaps we're... Trevor is punishment. Also... Wait, so he's kidnapped all the way back in Iron Man 3? Okay. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I'd heard about some kind of short thing, but... I guess that answers that. Because Iron Man 3 was what, 2000... Uh... Oh, two. So it's been... Seven plus years? Since they figured out what to do with Trevor after he got kidnapped, it's like, damn, okay. God, it must be so frustrating to try and make sense of all this. For the real Mandarin, who I think is supposed to be Darkhawk or something, kidnaps Trevor as punishment. Also, Justin Hammer has a boyfriend, first gay Disney character. Suck it, background characters holding hands and all the other stuff. And then- Why is it good that they're, they're gay? Is it better than them being straight? What, I mean, what are you I eating? Check on! Right, get a cock out of your mouth when you're talking on EFAB, okay? No one wants to Don't hear that shoot shit. Cock. So I have a reputation to protect. Um that virtue uh, thing, ha, this is a real first gate thing. Yeah, I'm so good, I think that's good. Okay, you're good. I mean it's still it, it's all very weird with that sort of stuff because it's just like it seems like he's pointing out that it's meaningless when they have random people in the background hug or kiss as being like, see look, lesbians um, because it's like pandering, but then isn't that what that was just then? It was like Justin Hammer has a boyfriend. It's like, okay, 
Okay. The thing is, it doesn't it doesn't really matter unless it substantively him. affects the story. You or know, it's like, like, like I've never written a character's race because it's just not relevant. I don't really care. It's not affecting All my what's going are on. Are Peruvian. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like they'll, they'll they'll be like, oh, this character is whatever, and it's like, but if it doesn't affect their choices, then you could just shuffle it around. It doesn't make it. Really not possible. Well, I was going to say the fact that you just highlighted is like you can shuffle it around. They tend to do that, um, and then they tend to delete those scenes when they send the movie out internationally. Depending on the country, <laughs> oh, right? That's, that's how it's, that's how you do in modern yeah, day. The uh, the Chinese market is uh, yeah. They don't want to see two girls kissing in their Star Wars movie. I think some new China stuff Why just not? came out where they were banning. Uh, let me double check. Um, China had done a thing with video games where you weren't allowed to display. Um, like homosexual relationships and video games or stuff like that. They they dropped a new one. Yeah, I, I think that people have been saying that's like a law. Apparently it's not a law. It's like an advisory notice. It's like, <laughs> here's how you can know Which that over you're there in accordance is, with the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, just No more gay uh, video games. It, I mean, the funny, the funny, one, the funny one to me... The funny one to me was that you aren't allowed to um, show characters making immoral choices in video games it's like you can't have something like fable where there's like an evil arc it's like not allowed well <laughs> like you can only make good choices like okay that's interesting hope they have piracy over there yeah so much for, for open all world of disney's posturing for all of disney's look at us we're so good we're so progressive they don't give a fuck because china's got money well i mean the mulan's yeah. I, you can call that a scandal, right? The Mulan thing. That was uh, probably the worst what thing that? Disney have done. What, what yeah, Mulan probably. thing? Um, they filmed next to, like, camps that they... The Uyghur concentration camps? Yeah, and they, like, oh, they, like thanked them in the credits of the movie for giving them the opportunity or something. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. Jesus. Yum, chicken's done. Yeah, I... Ant-Man, one of the goons working for Mitch, whatever his name is, has a Ten Rings tattoo, so they are still a thing. The tricky part of all of this is that no, no, most... no, 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 no. So let me t explain how tattoos work. So that doesn't mean the Ten Rings are still a thing. It means that they could not be a thing anymore, but he still has a tattoo. I get your point, but important distinction. Do you want to finish your food? You... Or... No! Yeah. <laughs> I could just mute you if you want. Because talking like this is actually kind of fucking annoying to slam. Um, as for the, the, the tattoo being present, I would say this, the, there's no way that they would have signaled that in Ant-Man if they didn't want you to think that the Ten Rings are still around, or influential in some way. Mm. You're really doubtful if they were like, no, it's just an ex-member who's chilling. Like, okay. Well, and, would yeah, the Ten Rings the want you to get a tattoo on, like, your wrist or your neck? Apparently so. <laughs> I think it's dumb, but hey. It's it's really silly to me because it's just like unless it's on a particularly concealed part of the body, it's just like why have something that tells people exactly who you're loyal to? Like why? It's like Mandalorian all over again. Oh uh, yeah. Only know about the Iron Man three Trevor twist. As far as they are concerned, there is no man. Rings is fake and was set up by Aldrich Killian, but Aldrich. That's a bad person's name. 
You don't name your Eldritch. good person Aldrich, you know? That's one of those evil names that you give to a character. It's like, oh, you're, you're just, your name's Aldrich, you're a baddie. Yeah, it's not, it, when, when he introduces himself, you're like, oh, that sounds really evil. Like Eldritch. And you're like, <laughs> no. Can there totally has been a Mandarin character in the background by and yellow jackets and tanks who also seems to have some sort of vendetta against Iron Man. Real Mandarin is Chinese, even though that is not part of the identity of the Ten Rings and no one knows who he is. So why did Killian make up the Chinese I'm very confused. This is what all like, this is this is pretty... It's what does just... that have to do with Wen Wu? I was no, about to say... Well, so we're obviously getting there. No, my, my point's apparently the opposite to you guys. I'm saying this is actually pretty decent work. Um... Of showing how fucked the continuity is. I just, this is unusual for his channel. Yeah, like, and well, we've like we've already talked about how the continuity is busted. I like the point is that this is a because of how inconsistent it is. You can try and attempt to draw some through line as to Wen Wu's potential previous actions. No, I'm assuming he's going to say that Wen Wu basically they flushed all of this, and Wen Wu's a completely different thing who hates this lot. And he's going to be like, thank fuck, because this doesn't make any sense at all, which is probably true, but at the same time, I would have just dropped the Ten Rings and the Mandarin name at this point. Uh, especially because it's not, got nothing to do with Iron Man too. so you're not appealing to, like, Iron Man fans, you're just appealing to, like, some people know the Mandarin name, I guess. Um, I guess for Disney, that's enough. Why don't they... They know fucking... the name, we gotta keep it. Why aren't they adapting Clue Master? What was his name in that one? I think it was Clue Finder? Clue, what was it? Clue... Clue... <laughs> like, Master, right? Whatever it was. I want more of that. Even if it is DC, I don't care. So did, did Mandarin have a kid called Shang-Chi in the, in the comics? Oh, fuck if I know. I, 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 don't, I don't know how accurate that all that's gonna be. And so maybe that's the reason that... Maybe that's true, and that's why they had to keep it. His name white terrorist who operates primarily out of the Middle East, since it did not come from Wenwu. Why the China connection at all? And I'm not saying this to nitpick, although I do have a nitpick for later. I'm just demonstrating how confusing the idea of the MCU Mandarin is. So we're adding Zhang Zhu's confusing comment. Okay, can I can I point out that the move this this is a video about how good this villain is. We're seven and a half minutes in. Yeah, and we haven't gotten a single argument for why he's good, and we do have arguments for why it's bad. Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm just sort of waiting for the. I assume the next half is going to be all about Wenwu. That's the only way to salvage this right now because we've spent a long time not talking about him. See, it's like if I made a video like you know, oh, Django Unchained is the best movie ever, and just rip it apart. And then move it like, yeah, I don't know. Then run to the <laughs> so end, you go, weird. it was all right, I guess. Yeah, whatever. With Mandarin's messy MCU history and getting Wenwu. How on earth is this character supposed to work? He should be a disaster of canon and contradictions. But instead... So no, actually. Like, you can easily pull him out of a tangled web of... Anybody who makes another movie in the MCU doesn't actually have to have a tangled web of nonsense to deal with. They can ignore loads of it. Um, like a Daredevil movie, for example, could be like the best in the MCU, even if it were released right now, because they can just be like, I ain't going to address the time travel. I ain't going to address blah, blah, blah. It's just going to be a street-level guy who gets his stuff and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can criticize oh, it for be nice. being inconsistent with the will building. I guess I'm just saying that like, just because of how tangled the Ten Rings and Mandarin were, 
doesn't mean when we would have to suffer. That, so it was established in Iron Man 3 that like uh, Trevor, I guess, was a fake Mandarin, right? And that there's a real Mandarin? Well, So what, what would be the contradiction? That's the thing. The, the Shang-Chi does try to address why... Well, because he says he doesn't even go by the Mandarin, and they make fun of the name by calling it a chicken dish, which is weird. It's also uh, a yeah. dialect of Chinese. It's a really weird yeah. comment. Yeah, I, I assume part, it's just to try and make fun of Iron Man 3. spoken language in the world, but... G given all yeah. of the other failed attempts at humor in the film, I'm going to assume it was a failed attempt at humor. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely a but it, it, it's totally at Iron Man 3's expense, trying to be like, that was a mistake of the past, we're now, we're doing it right this time. That sort of thing. Because fucking other franchises do this, where they reference their past mistakes, but they are a mistake themselves, so it's just awkward. Ed? What are you going to say? Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was just going to ask, like, so what would be the necessary contradictions? Like, I guess there's, if you're going to have him going around, like, knocking over world governments, but somehow not affecting world events, that's a pretty well, massive contradiction. Yeah, but and, aside that, from and that, that's what... baked into whatever they wanted to bring to the party. If if we're talking about how do we make a Mandarin that is the boss of the Ten Rings, then, yeah, you're going to have some trouble because the Ten Rings are an organization that's really, really confusing if you look at the MCU. It's like, it's just going to be difficult to try and make a formidable and, and shadowy government-type Ten Rings organization that simultaneously fit all of the stuff we've seen in the MCU so far. Okay, that makes sense. And which is why I would have dropped it myself. I'd just been like, whatever. But they've got the Ten Rings, so it's just like, you know, they've got to do something. The filmmakers? Who makes complete sense? He's a conqueror who thinks all of the Iron Man 3 Mandarin stuff... Well, no, I feel like, I feel like that conqueror bit, we just sort of flew over. Mm. Yeah, we... we also, just... We talked about it before, but like I guess he was, we'll he got started like thousands of years ago or whatever, right? Or a thousand years? I don't fucking remember. A thousand years. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's at least stuff, never at least a thousand. History books. Yeah, no one has any clue about any of his conquer, conquered, conquering. No one wrote it down, which tip, people tend to typically write down how those huge conquering wars go. They're kind of important. So I don't know. Um, maybe he'll maybe he'll explain. Maybe he's just setting it. Maybe he's doing more setup, and then we'll get to the explanation. Maybe. We can talk about it. Um, the the angle of taking our world as we know it, where, where there is no Wenwu, and then being like it is the exact same, but he was controlling everything. It's just like, huh? It doesn't really match anything we know, but it's sort of like a just accept it. Oh. Here's something that's really weird. So th they were establishing that, like, oh. the, um, the, the, what's it called? Tau Lower, Tau La, the, like, I call it the Timeless Isle because I don't know what it's called. But, like, they said they have their own, like, mega civilizations, right? Yeah. So why wouldn't you just have him dominating their mega civilizations and then, like, come over here? Because then you wouldn't have Earth to destroy has to be this world. the center building. of everything in the MCU now. Yeah. And, like, why would you just drop that? By the way, we have, like, it's basically our own, like, alternate dimension Wakanda or whatever and they just like skip over it in like literally a sentence and just like never mention it again well it is pretty bizarre to be like there's a whole world over there of, of civilizations people and stuff and there's just this portal that takes you to another a world and it seems that both sides don't really care that much yeah and they're, and they're still like operating on the tech tree of 2000 years ago but they have skyscrapers oh only in the yeah. part that they're defending the end of the world that do they have the really shit technology because that makes total sense <laughs> it's so weird like it's, and it's so just plonked on 
just like this, this, yeah, this. It's, it's unnecessary you don't need that like you could have just cut that entire exposition scene i think the movie would have made more sense i would have just accepted okay there's a cthulhu monster locked in the mountain whatever like <laughs> surrounded by an impenetrable forest that eats you I don't know. When you get to that point, it's already just like, God, how do we, how do we square this away with everything else? That's, ugh. It ain't easy. And does Doctor Strange know about any of this? Does he care? He's supposed to like detect this stuff, right? But, hmm. Well, he's on his own adventure. Well, yeah. As as is everyone in the MCU, they're all on their own fucking adventures, and that's what's just. What's the point of making it cohesive by making it so incohesive? Like, great job. Yeah stuff is stupid so he doesn't really want to talk about it yeah like you'd think every movie would be at least like a pairing of characters not just solo stuff there'd be a lot more focus on cooperative this character meets this character do they fight for a bit and then become friends or do they cooperate on a quest and the, their personalities mesh or clash or a lot of lost opportunities with a lot of these quote-unquote solo movies maybe doesn't that happen a lot in the comics like crossover between characters i'm sure well, I'd say that their goal is different from that, Rags. We got, like, um, each show has introduced a new main character. Like, that seems to be the goal instead of having main characters do buddy cop stuff. Like, um, Monica Rambeau is the one to come out of WandaVision. Sylvie's out of Loki. Um, Falcon the Winter Soldier, I guess you could argue it's mainly just turning him into Captain America. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, Shang-Chi is all the Shang-Chi stuff. With just Wong being like, "Hi, I make this official." Well, this is this is also in terms of like going forward because now we're in phase four. We've already had a lot of these characters around, and they just they they all seem like they've just spread out to do their own thing instead of yeah. Oh, I've got to do this thing. I should call da da da, and then they like because a lot of times it just doesn't make sense how a lot of these stories can just not have any of the other you know characters involved. Especially with how cataclysmic they're trying to make them. Oh yeah, and of course Black Widow was uh, Yelena. She's um, he's in it now. And then people mentioning Walker as well. It's like yeah, all of these people are getting their own shows, and movies. So it's just that's all Phase Four has been. It's just being like, hey, look at this person. They're new, and you like them. Get ready for more things. Not like actually trying to bring everything together and make some sense here. Are they it, are they going to try and top Thanos? Do you guys know? Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm sure it'll be Galactus, right? Like, or something like that. Probably. I mean, some, I, it, some big boy. I guess it means what you mean by top, because if you mean because they've already like power level wise, it's just incomprehensible at this point with Kang yeah. and. Well, that, that, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, power level wise, yeah, Kang, the ultimate controller of all the cosmos for all time, except for now he's dead. Some people are like, we do like Walker though, and it's like, yeah, he's been sent to join a villain team, more than likely, so, have fun with that, everybody. Yeah. Basically, a with a weapon that matches some flags from other movies, but that's it. It is... Genius. So that's the backstory. Okay, it's fucking Genius? skipping like crazy for me, I'm gonna roll it back relatively far. All of the Iron Man 3 Mandarin stuff is stupid, so he doesn't really want to talk about it basically a completely new guy with a weapon that matches some flags from other movies but that's it it is genius Jesus so that's christ calm down i'll be interested in knowing just, why it's genius i'm sure we're getting that any any second now it's coming up yeah genius so just not, that is a high high praise genius is no, quite the accolade 
Yeah, maybe maybe we shouldn't use all of these confusing details. Genius. <laughs> yeah, this is like that seems just like a basic idea, but maybe he's referring to uh, the specifics and he's about to get to them. You know, maybe. maybe. That's the real reason why I believe oh. Wenwu is the best Marvel villain. Oh, Wenwu has the best Marvel weapon. Uh, oh, that oof. is shit. So how can you like Vulture? How can Vulture even compare? What do you mean? Okay, I, I'm just going to throw this like, out yeah, there. If I it's was... about the best, if we're talking about he's got the best weapons, then... I think you misinterpreted. I don't think he means, uh, like, the most powerful. The most powerful. Yeah. He means the best is in the coolest, whereas I disagree with that. Yeah, I think they're shit. They, 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 it's unclear what they even do, like, really. I, that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was so confused by how they work. Like, they're, they work as, like, a pogo stick so he can kind of fly... And then aside from that, I, I don't understand. How is he like? How is he lived for a thousand years and no one shot him? Like I don't have a good explanation for that. Like here, here's a, like the MCU and guns have a tumultuous relationship. Shadowy has guns, right? Well, do you remember his oh, team yeah. don't even have guns? They have electric crossbows. Well, it's just it's, it's a question I legitimately don't know the answer to. Like, do guns exist? Because like you know you'll you'll have you'll have horror movies where phones don't exist because they just like fuck the entire thing. And you could imagine the same thing of like the MCU trying to like write out guns. Like it, I guess I could understand that. But if guns exist, it's like someone would go take your rings. Like, I don't know. Or there would be like a, a mutineer in the organization who would like shoot him in his sleep and take his rings. Like Yeah, I completely agree. The the rings suck. Um the they're strange. They they seem to do whatever is needed to do at the time and simultaneously can't do enough when he needs them to defeat particular things. Uh, there's so many weird interactions. They're like sometimes they're a whip, like a huge energy blast. He can sometimes fly with them. He, you can spin them around you in a big bowl. Uh, you can throw them into the belly of a dragon and explode it. It's like, oh, I didn't know. I have no fucking clue what any of this is. Like, I just don't. They, they also they just defect sometimes. They just like decided, yep. oh, well, now five of them are for Shang Chi or whatever. It's like, what a fucking liability. <laughs> your weapon like my, will sometimes my... betray you. You're yeah, like, oh, the guy that I'm invading sometimes... is actually kind of cool. I'm going to go be on his side. It reminds me of the Wunderwaffe in, uh, in Black Ops. It would sometimes damage you when you fire it. And it's like, that is not the preferable element to a fucking gun. Like a design flaw? It was a powerful yeah. gun. That's the excuse. I already have enough trouble suspending disbelief during these like comic action sequences, but when I don't understand the most basic mechanics of how your weapon works, it's a pretty big problem. Yeah, I, I'm surprised he's going to praise it, but let's see what he says. The ten are cool as hell. Move over Mjolnir. No. Move over Stormbreaker. No. Move no. over the Captain America no, shield. That's is... probably what he calls it. Move over whatever the Eternals do. Glowy outlines. The Ten Rings rule. It is a downright inspired move to turn the finger rings into arms. Wait, did he say it's the best weapon? Uh, Apparently inspiring. he said it's... It, Wait, so it's better than the Infinity Gauntlet? I guess so. I guess? Which, oh. uh, there was problems okay. with that too, but th that made way more sense than these things. Yeah, but, I mean, he just said cool. Like The Infinity Gauntlet's really fucking oh. cool. I say that as someone who hates these movies, but it's Obviously, a pretty cool idea. Cool fact is a difficult one, right? Like, cause, like isn't the Iron Man suit like one of the coolest weapons if there is one? Yeah, the, well, the, yeah, the Iron Man suit would fucking beat these stupid rings like easily. There's not even a competition. Well, yeah, the Iron Man suit's fire awesome. a nuke, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. I would shoot him with bullets. Yes. Uh, do I... <laughs> 
I'm surprised it move over Mjolnir. It's like, Mjolnir is cooler than these. Mjolnir's like, pretty cool. He spins it around and it has lightning that comes out of it. Yeah, and you can, can pull use him it off, you know. And, fly, and people you can't know. pick it up. Yeah, then it has that. It's like really meaningful if someone picks it up. Yeah. It's cool. This is the thing about cool factor. It's tough because everyone's going to find different things cooler than others. But we sort of, we all, we all sort of like uh, are sitting there like, come on, that thing's cooler than that though, right? And, um... I don't know if you caught it, he was about to say it's a downright inspired move to turn them from finger rings yeah. into bracelets. It's like, why? No. I, I, mean, I mean, I don't no. even. He's, he's still even further up the arm. He's still even rise to the level of cool for me, honestly. It's no, they don't really for me. Awkward. Either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't find them or the concept cool. So I guess that's the conclusion here is like, if your main arguments, gonna, well, one of the main arguments is they're cool. We're just sitting like, I don't think they're cool. That's about as far as I could go. <laughs> like, there we go. We did that one. Next one. Vulture's wings um, are way cooler. Hell yeah. They're based on the iron rings that are typically used for training. Gets your arms strong and your forms tight, as seen in Drunken Master. Okay, so that has nothing to do with the rings in this, though. Okay. Like, you can, like that is an argument for what they're useful for. It just has no bearing on Shang-Chi, but fair enough. But, like in Kung Fu Hustle, the best movie, you can... Another thing worth pointing out is they look a lot cooler when they're not powered up, when they're just like bracelets. <laughs> well, why, why, do they turn up, from, they why do they turn from blue to orange? What's that about? Well, that's when they're defecting. When they decide to be a good guy. That's when they're good. That's useful when you know they change color. You're like, nuh uh. And then uh -oh. maybe you have your loyal rings fight the disloyal rings. Yeah. Because didn't they turn a little bit orange during the like when he's fighting his wife? Yeah, I think yeah, when she takes did. them. Yeah. This yeah, good guy color. His and bad did she just guy take color. Your rings? God, that was so yeah, odd. Yeah, she, she kind of did. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, not and, very cool if and, someone could just take your rings from you. She ends up firing them at him and he like picks them back up and stuff, and it's just like, why even let them have like this the second they're yours, you should probably just run away and be like, they're mine now. Mm -hmm. I'll use these to protect the dragon shrine or whatever, even yeah. better. This is, a, this is a critical problem. You have a weapon that you have to throw at something, and they just decide fuck you sometimes and then they just go help the enemy <laughs> yeah you might you might even say it's, it's one like, of the least cool fucking weapons in the whole of the fc yeah, yeah it's it's like it's like you have a like a, a familiar in a video game but sometimes it just attacks you for no reason <laughs> and you have to like run away from it oh that sounds so much fun i love it you can also use and since they will protect your forearms from some weapons too That's also bullshit, they just though. look cool what you just showed and, was bullshit well, you I guess... showed something that doesn't make sense I don't even know that that happens Wait, in Shang-Chi. through the rings. Well, it depends what the rings are made of, I guess, right? Well, I mean, if the rings aren't connected to each other, then if you slashed it, then it would blade would probably just go right through the rings. Um, I guess it would maybe if it was at an on angle, how you yeah. But then that's a super risky move well, to and, have all that protection based on a place like that. And just that doesn't really happen in Shang-Chi again. Like he's he, he gave it two compliments that are for different uses in different movies. So it's just like. This is strange, but okay. The ten incredibly clever weapon because of how versatile they end up being. You can use them to make energy is blasts. A stick clever? <laughs> See, a stick the versatility is the problem. They I was, just do I was about to say, we just went over how much it makes no sense at all, and he's saying, like, isn't it great how much anything can happen? <laughs> it's like, I mean, wow. Well. I mean, versatility isn't necessarily cool, especially because uses are often imbued onto objects like sticks. Like, yeah, chairs are very versatile that doesn't mean they're necessarily clever i mean maybe no, the cleverness no, isn't the thing itself it's your usage of them the cleverness is you i'm imagining like an infomercial where someone's like explaining all the things you can do with these rings <laughs> it can be a force field
They can fire be a gun. energy blast. They can be you, a can, pogo stick. you can fly. You can put yourself in a big bubble. You can have them be stolen so from you. Day. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. These rings are flex seal. They're square space. They're. Uh, what was what was the one you were? Quim gift. What was, what was the we gave the stream? Quib gift. Oh, was it quib quib gift? Yeah, right. The, it see, was quib gift. Yeah. yeah. Can you get the, ri the rings... like? Can you collect all the rings eventually with quib gift? Like one per month. The ring. The rings oh, are like I don't a know if they got enough rings. I don't know if they have enough rings to pass out. That's the thing. Yeah. You can use them to make a big punch, or you can put all ten on one arm to make the biggest punch. You they really also cool. what is happening right now? <laughs> well, what my thing is, I'm wondering. Like, I would love some accompanying visuals. If you're gonna tell me how something how something is just that cool, I would have visuals to support that instead of just telling me you, you make a big punch with them. I mean, unfortunately, well, he's not going to have I access to visuals yeah. just yet. It's probably just like the trailer material, right? And, like, the yeah, he might material. have some clips of the rings being used, but probably not for everything he wants to say. So we hear the rings are well, like... He's seen uh, the movie, though, so he should have clips from it. The rings right? here are like that chick's sword from uh, Soul Calibur. Is her name Ivy? Why do, you, why do you think you would have clips from the movie? Can, he, he has seen it. Yeah. Unless he saw it at theaters, maybe? Yeah, it wasn't released on streaming. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I thought it was one of those sorts of things. If you use all 10, you can make a really big punch. <laughs> That's it. That, that, this punch, this is going to need all 10 rings for this punch. This is it's a big like... old punch. Imagine, because that's the first one that he's complimented the rings for that actually matters to this movie. He can, like, punch the ground, but if he puts all ten rings on one arm and then punches it, it's like a big old punch. And you're like, yeah, that's true. Just just throwing this out there, that was not at all clear to me watching the movie. <laughs> I wouldn't you know, blame you. You know, there's a level of, there's a level in, of intuitiveness. That, oh, let's talk about a really recent example. I've been playing the Halo Infinite beta, liking it quite a bit. Uh, you can have a you can have pieces of equipment in Halo uh, Infinite, right? You one of them is a grappling hook, so you can grapple in a fairly intuitive way onto walls and ceilings and stuff to cross gaps or get up high or to move quickly. Like, all right, that, that makes sense. You know, grappling hook. You can grapple other characters, right, and pull them in. You know, so you can close the distance because you're grappling another player. It's like, okay, that's pretty intuitive. You, there's an item over there. I'm going to grapple that item and bring it to me. That's, that's pretty intuitive. That makes sense. So it's like all of these different things are a result of it, the force. We've used the force as an example. Mm -hmm. The basic telekinesis can pull things, push things, move them around. It can block your windpipe. There's a lot of, lot of uh, emergent kind of uh, things you could do from this one power. And... When I hear about these rings, I'm like, yeah, you can jump, you can jump up in the air, you can make a big punch. I'm like, I don't see the through line. Of it, yeah, it's stuff. How it's, the... like, it's just stuff. Yeah. And apparently well, that makes were, them really were, cool. If you were to ask a question, can the rings do X, and we haven't already seen X, you would just have no idea. No, yeah. I, well, to be honest with you, I can't tell I you what imagine they... imagine it in my head. I can't tell you what they can't do. Like, if I, I can't confidently say, like, they cannot create a shockwave that'll blast everybody in a radius around you for a mile. Like, I can't confidently say that, just because I haven't seen it. I don't know that that's not true. They probably can't time travel. <gasps> I, I don't know, probably. man. They, they spin them around themselves real fast and Shang-Chi concentrates and then it opens a portal. I could believe that that's something they could do. 
And just like, this is I, a portal I, to the I past. Guess. And you'd be like, oh, I mean, okay. I guess we'll see as soon as they have a narrative well, reason to want time travel again. That's the other thing, man. Like, the, like they're going to want to be... Yeah, they, they're going to want to create that sense in the audience with these things going forward. So when Shang-Chi battles fucking whoever, he's probably going to do some stuff with these things that we've never seen before because that's how fucking cool they are. They're like the best weapon. They're so cool. See, when, yeah. when Iron Man punches someone and then he, like, puts extra armor on a fist and punches them again for a bigger punch, that's not as cool as when you do a big punch with these and then you put all the rings on one hand and do a bigger punch. I don't even, like... You, you also... I'm very confused as to what's so interesting about these things. You, you run up on a problem, because as soon as you put ten rings on one arm and punch something, it's like, you can't go beyond that, right? Like, that was maximum power? I guess okay, so, we hit, yeah. We hit, we hit the ceiling of what the ring... Well, yeah, and, and, and this is a guy who's dealt with them for, like, a thousand years. Shang-Chi had them for, like, a day, and he was basically the exact same. So I'm just like, well, people, what the hell? People are controlled without even knowing what they are. Exactly. Like his wife is able <laughs> yeah. to control them. Shang-Chi is just able to control them. Well, okay, so that's even more interesting. How is it that a guy who has a thousand years uh, and ten rings on his, like, repertoire is defeated by his son who has like nothing except he learned how to control the wind vaguely i mean in, in every in every meaningful way it's like he hasn't been around for a thousand years yeah because there's no effect on his on personality there's no effect on the world he doesn't like you said he doesn't have like some training like you would think he's like you know in a fucking basically in a dragon ball z time chamber just training for a thousand years there would be something about him that was like special but there just isn't I mean, there's really nothing about this character I can see that would be different than if he had just found the rings just in like guy. the 70s. Yeah, he just found the rings in the 70s and then they like had a family and his wife got murdered and then he got mad and, you know, went to go smash a big dragon door. And like, what would be different about the movie? Literally nothing. And I, I, you're making me wonder, like, why did they even bother? Is it, is it to make it feel more grand? Like... Look at this story Probably. spanning a thousand years. You're like, oh, well, wow. that's an infectious thing in the MCU now. Like when it talks about scale and everything has to be just so big. Ooh, a thousand years. Wow, you can't even comprehend how big that is. Isn't that amazing how grand scale we are? But it seems stupid on his face. Like the the first thing I'm watching in the movie is him like blowing up governments and then they just cut past it and forget about it. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? You got, oh, fine. yeah, he's like. Yeah, he's just like the CIA or something. He's you know running around doing covert, covert operations. He's like, what is it, MI6 in the James Bond universe? They're just like blowing up governments. And, oh, yeah, but don't worry about that. Well, yeah, I'm pretty in, worried about that. What? Usually in these sorts of movies and through lines and franchises, there's like the one shadowy group behind things doing pulling strings. But in the MCU now, we had like several that were apparently active at once, all pulling strings with the highest political forces. I don't know if you know this, but, like, Black Widow established, the Russians were doing it since, I guess, early 90s, even before that. Uh, Hydra were doing it since the, at least the 70s, earlier than the 70s, even. And then, of course, Wen Wu's been doing it for a thousand years, and then Kang has been the one that's controlling everybody anyway. It's like the most insane chess board you've ever seen, where just but stuff the, is but everywhere. The you just you hear there are strings being pulled, but you never see the strings. Nope. And like this is the difference between um man, it's really a shame Game of Thrones got canceled after four seasons. But it's like in the first yeah. three seasons of Game of Thrones, when you like see all of this like politicking and well, strings um, being pulled and like the immediate impact on things. A little bit of an irony there is that uh oh an irony. Uh, this is gonna work. Iron Man three 
they actually show that the Mandarin and the Ten Rings have influence in the government because they've, you could say, bribed um, <laughs> a particularly influential politician below the president. And that's like something you actually see. And that movie's a joke. Like, the, but these these movies, they they show you like an image of oh look, Ray Winston's hanging out with Clinton. And you're like, okay, what does that mean? Does he like does he advise him? Does that? And it's like, never mind, bye. He had influence. Shadowy government. <laughs> oh like, my god, okay. Raykov is responsible for the assault weapons ban. What an evil bastard. Well, if no one has the guns except Raykov, then uh, Raykov wins. As you, you know, can see, his Black Widows were very well trained. They're very well trained. They're the apex training. Um, there, Lindy Beige actually released this video like yesterday or the day before talking about magic. And he said in that video that there's a reason why typically when we think of like a wizard or a mage, we think of an old man, right? Because uh, it is a very studious thing to learn magic and to study it. And it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And by the time that you are very powerful, so much time is past that you are oftentimes an old man it has taken that long so you see an old man sorcerer and you're like oh shit that guy he is oh boy he's really showing his and, and we're talking to people who are like 50 60 70 80 90 years old in these kinds of ideas you know these kinds of worlds and how powerful they are after training for that amount of time and you could believe it you know with that, that kind of commitment and grounding and with this Wen Wu guy, you're just like, oh, I don't believe that you've been doing this. It's even I worse, isn't it? That you're... Because he's not just not 90, he's not 1,000. Exactly. Like, there's no grounding to anything. There's no, it, 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 it almost always comes back to this basic of cause and effect. This thing, therefore this thing. And it's, and it's not like he's no, a... There's no link. There's no link between what I see and what it means or what's actually happening and what's displayed to me. I mean, you would think if he was like a power-hungry psychopath who's been so successful that he would be like good at it. But his idea of how to get his kids back is to send assassins to go kill them. But <laughs> like, oh yeah, that'll yeah, that'll turn him to my oh, side. Oh man! Well, well if he fights so... off the assassins, he's worthy. He's like, but but you don't but know so... the assassins coming. That's the thing about assassins; they strike when you don't expect. So all your skill doesn't count for anything. Exactly. I hate that fucking shit. Where it's like the best trained person in the world, someone that you know they're they're in their day job of just they're just a bartender or something, and someone just walks up to them and shoots them with a gun. They're like, well, you weren't very good. Like what? <laughs> like, what were they supposed That's to why do? they like, do it. That's the thing. That's why you do it that way because that person is very good. So you have to circumvent the things they are exactly. skilled in. Well, it's also like I think it was Muhammad Ali. Some really famous boxer was like, "I would never want to fight a crazy person," just with the assumptions being that even if you're incredibly in shape and like you know not just at the top of your game, but at the top of like the human game and doing something, you know, if you're fighting someone who isn't well and isn't going to play by the rules, you don't know what's going to happen. You know. You might get hurt if you don't. Coincidence. Oh, what is that? You mentioned this quote. It is, yeah. Because it's, uh... it's it's Mark Twain had a very similar quote that I mostly disagree with. Um, I get, I guess, I get the the idea, but the the aspect of um, let let me see if I can pull it, Mark. Uh, Mark, because we were we were very specific quote that we were just randomly talking about like yesterday or something, and then you happen to say a very very similar quote from someone. Uh, let me Mark Twain fighting quote. Um, I think it could be skill might be a keyword. It's a concentrated power of will. 
It's something about how an, an antagonist to. Da, da, da. Oh, I wish I could find it. I where where did we actually? Um... Well, if you look through our groups, you might be able to find something. But um, I mean, it's not hard to summarize. Basically, there was a subreddit that was sharing um, the Kylo and Ray battle. Ah, uh, yeah, and, that's and the one. I think it was yeah. like fucking sequel memes or some bullshit. And there's a Mark Twain, Twain quote that's like, uh, you know, people of like high skill preferably wouldn't want to fight someone of like zero skill because they're so unpredictable that they could be like a real oh, challenge no. oh found uh, it all right sorry. yeah mark I mean. mark twain uh, don't you know there are some things that can beat smartness and foresight awkwardness and stupidity can the best swordsman in the world doesn't need to fear the second best swordsman in the world no the person for him to be afraid of is some ignorant antagonist who has never had a sword in his hand before he doesn't do the thing he ought to I understand the idea. I disagree with that. I'm, yeah, very I, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty mixed on that quote. Well, yeah, because if you think I'm about mixed. it, like um, you're expecting your opponent to swing or to stab in some way, shape, or form, but they simply walk forward really slowly, and you start be like, "What the fuck?" And then they just slowly put the sword into your chest, it, as if like that's such a bizarre thing that you know a skilled swordsman might actually like get defeated by. It. And it's like, oh, come on, come on now. But, like, but also, I, also... I, I think Mark's point, like. If you said that to him, you probably wouldn't be like, "Oh, yeah, nah, he's not like literally." <laughs> like, but I, I'm pretty sure that it's meant to. That basically, the fundamental point is like that somebody who's shit but unpredictable might actually catch you off guard more so than a skilled but predictable opponent. Yeah, like well, the the. the I feel like part of the skill is learning to not be predictable. Um. Well, I think I think I think if the 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 charitable way to read it is like don't be don't underestimate people and don't kind of yeah yeah. Um. Well, it's also like there's something to be lost. Will lead you astray. Yeah. It's like even yeah, even if, even if you're very likely to even if you're very likely to win, there's something to be lost. So why? Oh yeah, it's the whole thing of that guy has nothing to lose. So you know what the everything to gain just, nothing to lose i get the point it's just you you wouldn't want to you know the idea of, like you can fight the second best in the world or some guy who's never picked up a sword and you're like oh, i'd rather go for the second best I was like really though you sure yeah, someone said someone said it's funny how rags has actually argued for this very thing he talked about more how how the best player could crush normal players but a newbie could beat him because he didn't do it no like no 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 no. if it's me against a newbie i'll win 99 times out of 100 the actual very skilled players are the ones that you have to watch out for every once in a blue moon you see a noob who just doesn't know what the hell they're doing, so they behave so weirdly and irrationally. It's like, well, I wasn't expecting you to do something so incredibly stupid and counterproductive, and then you kill them. You just have that moment of surprise, like, oh, that's. And I was weird. actually going to argue do that if you don't, because video games, this is much more applicable than like a tournament in real life or something. Where if if someone is doing something strange in a video game, you might for a moment be like, wait, is this some kind of like matter I'm un unaware of? Is this, like, are they doing something that I should, oh shit, with it? and then you just kill them, you're like, oh, they were just an oh, idiot. Oh yeah, exactly. It gives you that moment of doubt, I'd like if the other person's supposedly playing 40 chess or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, why, why, how come they're doing this? That just doesn't seem to make sense. And then you just destroy them once you do your actual skill-based thing. And, like, and, and yeah. what's happening is the thing that I specifically don't want to happen with quotes like this, where we start to like be like, yeah, you know what, skill? That's not really the important part. It's just fucking doing random shit and hoping well, for the best. It, yeah, like, it's, wait, it's hang like, on. can, we, can the, we not undervalue skill? Yeah, please. <laughs> skill is shocking. There's a reason that we invest insane amounts of time, energy, and finances into training soldiers and training yeah. workers and employer employees to do tasks 
and we don't just send we we don't just we don't just pull a, a tomorrow war you know there's there's a reason why training yeah. is extremely important and it's something yeah, I, you need I think, to do I think there's this there's a really big breakdown here with this quote that doesn't happen with the Muhammad Ali quote and that's that like me personally I know how to use my arms I know how to punch right it's conceivable that I could beat someone who is better than I am but if you give me a sword I have no idea what to do with a sword I can't imagine just picking up a sword Pointing randomly the other men. and beating like <laughs> a trained swordsman that just seems so inconceivable to me. Oh yeah, like I don't, I do, I'm not gonna fight a trained swordsman with a sword. I'm gonna be like, okay, we need to do something else. I need to get a gun, or I need to hide and um, ambush him. I'm not gonna fight him on his skill set that I don't have. Yeah, it's like now. Listen, uh, Jesus says to be peaceful. Well, yeah, and, <laughs> and if, hurt me. if I pull the sword on Shad, and, and, and Shad's like, yeah, let's have a sword fight, and, and then Mark Twain is like, do not worry, Mola. <laughs> with with but a lack of skill. your unpredictability <laughs> will win you this uh, this sparring match. And I was like, uh, I don't know, no, no. And and this is the thing: if someone said, "Well, would you rather would you rather the second best swordsman in the world fight for you? Do you think you'd have a bit?" I'd be like, "Absolutely!" Like, Absolutely. not even it's not even close. Especially when you get up into the higher echelons of skill. The difference between one and two—that's the thing. They have to fight a hundred times, and maybe the second place guy he only lost by just a little bit. He only won forty-eight out of the one hundred. Yeah, I, I think, I, I don't know. I, I still like the Muhammad Ali quote, but the Mark Twain one I'm becoming more and more suspicious of I, as we talk about it. Um, I appreciate really, the point. Say... It's just that it can lead people further down a, dire a different direct. Like, it feels to me it was created to introduce the idea that, yeah, people without skill can still win. Like, yeah, no, of course. I agree. Let's there just... is a certain asset. There, 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 I guess there's a certain quality that that stupid unpredictability can potentially bring. Yeah. However, if this is your strength in a fight, you are screwed. Yeah. I mean, you would have this small advantage, but then the, your opponent has this incredible advantage yeah, the, of like knowing what the fuck they're doing. The problem of his quote for me is the best swordsman in the world doesn't need to fear the second best swordsman in the world. No, the person for him to be afraid of is the ignorant anti. Is like. No. No, this is just fucking no. stupid. Of course, you need to fear the second best swordsman <laughs> in the world. They're the second best swordsman in the world. And like I feel yeah, like if you make one mistake, yeah. I feel like because it's Mark Twain that said it, it's gonna get way more defense. It reminds me of Martin Scorsese. <laughs> it's like I don't know, like this quote. Yeah, with that incredibly <laughs> wrong, dumb thing he said. Yeah. Well, yeah, half yeah. half the half the quotes that are attributed to Mark Twain aren't even aren't he didn't even actually say them. So <laughs> that's true. Mark Twain said that. <laughs> nice. Very well energy whip thingy and then on the other end they can be a shield or steps or bars to they can be steps or they can help you they can be yeah. steps yeah i don't remember when when did he use them as shang chi steps? was jumping on him as steps when he was fighting the dragon so are <laughs> okay. they controlled through like telekinesis or hand movements well, you know he, he was do doing it? like the thing where you put it there and then you step on it like oh okay That's fair enough. like throwing them out like little frisbees and jumping on them yeah oh, also isn't it isn't it a bit odd that we now know that there are souls in the Marvel universe? Like, that's like, yeah, that's that the Soulstone thing, right? Doesn't that have implications? Or was Soulstone more like metaphorical? What? Um, like interesting in question. I don't know if it was spelled out exactly. I guess it kind of would have to be. Yeah, I guess. But I was sitting there in the theater, like, hmm, that's very optimistic.
because i'm <laughs> fine with it, it happens in a lot of uh fictional worlds and a lot of people think it's how the real world works where people there's like there's something there's there's a you that exists outside your body yeah that's the you that is you and yeah. it could go to places and when you die it goes places and, and things of that nature like a Thulu monster and yeah like i'm, I'm fine with that i guess in the fictional world. dragon I'm fine with that concept. I mean, mm -hmm. I, if I made a fictional concept, I would probably have, especially if magic's involved, I might utilize some kind of a, a, a system like that. Yeah. Well, just it, it has implications. It's like, kind. it's like Mahler getting triggered that like heroes don't care about the little people. Well, now we know <laughs> the little people have souls and like they just don't care about them. It just, it makes Actually, it so much you're more, right. like, more egregious. Uh, it, it is no small thing to introduce the idea that there is a soul that isn't like, you, you, yeah, that's. I could totally buy that. I mean, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I could totally buy it. But like the idea that the MCU has just made souls canon in this film is just like, oh, okay. All right. I wonder how that affects everything. Yeah, it does make you wonder with all the magic and the implications of the soul stuff. But they don't fucking care about the Infinity Stones anyway. At this nope. point, uh, they're making jokes out of them. Um, Which yeah, apparently it's even it's the Russos said annoyed them. So it's kind of funny how like the thanos snap is like their 9-11 they just kind of bring it up in conversation as this thing that binds everyone together that they talk about mcu uh atheist btfo well what's interesting is that souls could exist in an atheist and there's world still no deity yeah, yeah there's still no there's still no no uh deity potentially uh souls do not imply deities oh man you brought that up and i thought it was ray ray skywalker <laughs> yeah Mm. Oh, oh it's it's bad that i just assign that's just her name it's just yeah I, I had that same thought i was like ew just actually instantly, yeah <laughs> wait is Skywalker. is that not her name well no, it, it is that's it, that's canon, kind of what yeah. i'm saying like i i so readily just accept that her name is ray skywalker and it because it used to turn my stomach for ages and it still does to, for a lot of people but i think i've just like accepted like yeah she's ray skywalker fuck it Oh, wait, you know what this... does that name mean anymore anyway she ain't luke absolutely not you know this screenshot where it's like on when we side it's like all electricity and then on on shang chi's it's like i don't even know but i guess flowy lines like it doesn't have to matter but to me i'm just like why did you make that choice it doesn't make is it like fire chi i don't know i would go ahead and assume the idea is ah see like when Wu's is all chaotic and disturbed, and whereas Shang Chi's is like sort of they could uh, do a light side dark calm. side thing. It's I think it's just calm versus oh chaotic. I think here's they could do a they could do that light side dark side like it's you know being angry and aggressive and chaotic. It sure is easy to give into that, and it gives you a lot of power. Well, but that's okay. the easy path. Blue okay, is not the greatest color for chaos, I would say. Correct. Here's here's a here's a great question about this shot. Purple. Did they know that there was going to be energy when they shot it? Because it looks to me like it makes a lot more sense if there isn't energy. And they don't look to be channeling energy. I mean, Shang-Chi is doing like the opposite of what people usually do when they're channeling energy. Like he's pulling so. something away. They're both, they're both gesturing away. So it's like, did they know when they were shooting this that this was what was going to happen? You know what would be nifty with these 10 rings, right? Is you could, you could use, so you got 10. 10's a pretty easy number to recognize with your brain and everything it's not a thousand or a million or even a hundred you know like 10 all right that's that's relatable throughout these movies whenever the rings are used 
the ring bearer, he will use, <laughs> like, if it's a very low-level threat, he could almost mockingly just pull out a single ring and the rest I was thinking about that earlier. somewhere else. Yeah. And like, and, but then at the end, he's like, oh, he pulls out maybe maybe later he pulls out three or six, you know, ooh, that's really big. And at the end, he has to channel all 10 rings. And someone's like, no, you've never used the 10 rings before. He's like, I can handle it. I've got, I could do it. I, I can control the, the rings. It's like, you've never yeah, used like, all 10 at the same time. Remember what happened to, to the flashback? And it's, it's like, like Princess I can Bride. do it. And then he destroys himself because he can't actually handle the 10 rings at once. And you have to be pure of heart and soul to be able to handle the 10 rings. Yeah, something like that. Well, I mean, what do you mean? They're they're like in the control of a pseudo Hitler. Oh well. Maybe the maybe the rings are just evil, and they're like, you know what? Maybe Hitler was yeah. Maybe he was yeah. pure of heart and soul. Yeah. <laughs> just had some you know bad ideas. That's all. Wait, are they playing yeah. tug of war with the rings? Is that what's going on? I think so. That's what happens in this moment. Because oh, if I, you guys can see, there's a ring. Um, one of the blue yeah, ones, and the locked. orange ones, tangles yeah. a little bit. What if what if the Nazi symbol with the eagle and the circle underneath it with the swastika in it, the swastika in it? What if that was supposed to represent a ring like Hitler and the Nazis because they they dabbled in the occult a bit, you know? You, there's a lot of cool stories you could do with that. What if they found one of the rings and that circle is supposed to represent the ring that they found? And I don't know, fuck it. I'm yeah, but yeah, but Hil but Hitler only had one of them, so, you know. You yeah, the one. Yeah. He, he did. Hitler only did have the one. That is correct. Poor guy. That's <laughs> but but maybe the I don't yeah it's you could I don't know this happens all the time when we talk about these movies and we just offhandedly come up with these interesting things they could have done. They could have uh, incorporated Hitler. Yeah, that would have been pretty they could much have, more I, interesting. The MCU needs more Hitler. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, send in the bastards, or he could just turn it off and you know play it better. Rex just outlined the plot for Indiana Jones Six. It oh. Could be shockingly true. Who knows? Them beforehand. So if wait, 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 hold on. For someone who hates anime, Rag sure likes to employ anime tropes. Which one of those was an anime trope? That's like saying, oh, talking. That's an anime trope. They always talk in anime. Well, if you like said shitty dialogue, those... I'd understand what they mean. Oh, yeah, sh yeah, shitty dialogue absolutely is an anime trope. But like, what part of that was an anime trope? This was an why, why does trope anime get ownership over that? Being just being bad. Hitler is an anime, anime trope? trope. Like three different Hitler's people said that. <laughs> Maybe they all had oh in a row. Yeah. Wow. Hold on, they hold all, on, hold on. We, we all need, three hold of on. them. We need to we need we need to explain something to chat. Okay, chat. Hitler was a real person. He did some very bad things <laughs> no, he's around in the nineteen forties. Yeah, I can yeah. Hit, Hitler isn't that. just from anime. Hitler actually existed. <laughs> I like the idea that I'm people sorry, I'm grow up thinking Hitler was this this oh, shared fucking anime character that's in Lucy. Yeah. Dude, Nor Norm McDonald had some funny He was like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, the more I learn about this Hitler guy, the more I don't like him. <laughs> the more I don't <laughs> yeah. care for him. I don't know if any of you are, are history buffs. Totally oh. unrelated, but because fuck this video, I, I just noticed this and I thought you guys might find it amusing. Uh, Let's have a look, see what we're looking at here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's my bread and butter right there, Destiny tweets. Or Destiny's friend, rather. So you got screenshot one. I'm, I, I try and show it, it's just going to come out all gobbled on, on EFAP if I try and do it. So it's got the wealthy elite laugh at you daily from Amazing Atheist, which, by the way, 282 views. Holy fuck. I guess it's a new video because I don't know. Um, 
And then the next image has... He has 5,088 patrons. And uh, membership levels are $5 or $10. So let me, let me pull up my calculator logic later. Let's, let's get a lower and lowest and highest, shall we? All right. So what, I'll, what, I, what I, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to say most people give five, but some people give 10. So let's say the average is <laughs> six. Let's, let's say the average is just one. The, the average person gives six. Okay. So let's take 5088. I'll press this X 000. button and then times six, $30,500 a month. Yeah, 330000 a year. Which that is, is that's according to what the response is, is just around in the top 5% of earners. Oh, yeah. You could 5%? Ooh. Really? That seems. I can believe it. That seems a bit perplexing to me, but okay. Well, Bro, I don't that's know. a lot of money. Yeah, I mean it is. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I guess it gets complicated depending on where you are and and everything. So, like, it's but it's just amusing. It's just another example, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know if whatever oh, qualifies as wealthy like elite. Oh, like this. Yeah. Wait, sorry. I just I'm gonna go get my coffee, but I strolled back in and I saw actually Destiny Sweet. What what is what is this? Wait, so so I just Muller, Muller, you have it. Funny. You, you have it backwards, okay? Wealthy is uh, whatever my favorite content creator earns times 10. Ah. Because they can't be wealthy. So they can't whatever, wealthy. whatever they do is fine. No, no. Well, well in fairness, I, the I average house the is, is... does cost $3 million, Oh, yeah. So. Wow. I feel like That's at this point, it's just a matter of perspective. Because remember, if you're like average income in a Western country, you're rich on a global scale. Based. Based and um, true, yes. People lose focus of that. Well, and I think even, it's always the thing that just makes you feel a lot better in general is, you know, just perspective is super helpful of just remembering, like, um, there are a lot of people make a lot less money um, around the world and yeah, this... have less access to... You hear stories of, like, people who live in these, uh, in these incredibly poverty-stricken nations and then they're just baffled by the concept of running water just a constant reminder of these things is, I find, really yeah, helpful if, for just, if like, you're this is hey, I today. appreciate that. Like, wow, hot water? Like, electricity? Man, yeah. this is crazy. Like, cars? Dude, this is, this is unbelievable. This is, like, this is crazy. And, and then it's, it's just gratitude, I guess. Yeah, then you, then you go back in time. Think about, how, think yeah. about how shitty yeah. things yeah. were 2,000 years ago. Like, holy yeah. shit. yeah. Dude, I think like about how shitty the ago, um, <laughs> like, I, I think about how shitty the wine must have been, like the like the booze well, thousands like, of years ago. You know, I'm like, hmm. Um, yeah, was it, I don't, well, I feel like was it actually. Like these, what's that? Sorry, I was just, I was just wondering because I because like liquor and stuff now, you know, it liquor is disgusting. But like, imagine thousands of years ago when they didn't have the like the the methods we have now, the technology and the know how that we have now. He was like, man, was it just really, really bad? And that's just what people had acquired a taste for. They were used to it. That's the big thing is that it's just um, you get used to things because the vast majority of human beings who have ever existed, like they didn't have electricity, they didn't have shit. Like they lived in caves. They have that. Half of them died in childbirth. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just that thing infants. that you remember of, um, like, uh, just even 150 years ago. Like, if you got a splinter, 
there was a good chance you were dead. Like that was it. Yeah, I'm just I had imagining... a good run, 25 years, and that's it for me. Like you don't have air conditioning, and you live in like the jungle. Like that's that's oh weird. I still don't have air conditioning. You don't have air conditioning. Not in that crazy land. There. I guess it, is it is it naturally way. cold? Because like I used to live in Florida. Imagine living in Florida without air conditioning. You have to have well, it here. It's just I live in Australia. So we need air conditioning. Muggy. Otherwise, we die. Yeah, yeah people living like, in the desert. Obviously, the British weather is much more commonly in one word damp, but um. The uh, we get heat waves every once in a while, and it like it kills the whole fucking country because none of us ever have preparation for it. No rag well, I, I mean... changed since ancient times. All right, uh, I don't believe. Like, if you're talking about the most basic concept of the process, sure. Um, but I've been to like wineries and stuff, and I'm when it when when it comes to the technology and the techniques and being able to. Um, refine things and bottle them and keep them preserved and stuff. It's like fucking get out of I mean, here with that. Shit. You don't. You don't even need to go that far. Like I'm. I'm reasonably certain that 2,000 years ago we didn't have a pumpkin spice IPA. Like, <laughs> well, that was just well, not a thing. When did well, Bailey's get invented? IPA is, well, IPA is just disgusting always. So it's. I wouldn't even worry about that. Um, someone Thanks. in chat said you're being um, too hot. Take with your liquor takes. Some of them taste no, nice. No, IPA is nasty. Ugh. Um. <laughs> The, the the number of people who are alive now, I believe the estimate for the number of human beings who have ever lived is 108 billion. So, like, of all human history, like 100,000 years. So it's it, it would be safe to say that the majority of human beings lived in a world without electricity, running water. Um, well, we've talked about this before, like, though. Their perception of happiness would be very different from ours. Um. Well, I think it's, it's the thing of... um. It's one of the reasons why reading history is super valuable because you can find that there are a lot of common commonalities in terms of like the things that people were worried about and thought about. Even you know, if you go back to ancient Greece or like, I mean, that's what a lot of like ancient philosophies were built around. It's like people are upset because they want things, so you got to try not to want as much, and then you'll be happier. And it's like, well, shit, that seems to just be consistent across because it's our material circumstances have changed. Yeah, because Goethe um, was right. Based. Um. Well, it's just yeah, like the the human the human condition is the same, but the material circumstances have a a really a, a different. But we're still fundamentally the same people. Yeah. Um. Yep. I'm getting my coffee. I'll be back. Earth is six thousand years old and flat. True. That's true. That's, That's very true. true. Yeah. <laughs> One day NASA is going to send up a spaceship and it's going to hit the glass dome that is the firmament that holds back the waters of the deep. Well, and well that, that no, that already happened. That's why they're suppressing it. Remember that time where everyone shot up and then it smashed the glass and they had to replace it, and then they wiped everyone's memory. They didn't wipe mine. Bill for that sort of thing. Do all the countries mine. have to pitch in if it, if the firmament yeah, cracks? Every, all... It'll require ninety three point six percent of all guns to fire. So it was, you know, tough to, to nail yeah, that. Maybe I could see how like all the Western countries and like the UN they'll like pitch in a whole bunch of money and stuff to fix the firmament, and China's like, nah, y'all got this. Mm -hmm. I just how y'all gonna pay for it? So fuck it, we're not gonna do it. I'm gonna go pee. All right. Which means it's just me and you now, Doomer. Oh, hey. How you doing? I'm all right. <laughs> you hanging you in there two and a half hours the... in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I can do a lot more than two and a half hours. I was going to say, we've plenty plenty left, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, plenty it's been left. two and a half hours. We're fucking nine minutes into an 18-minute video. Which is actually 
pretty good for us, honestly. <laughs> like the a lot of the stuff he said that we sort of just play and we're like, mm hmm, okay, mm hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're, we'll get into yeah. the problems now where he's praising Wenwu. Because he's going to get to his motivation and that's going to get real, real complicated. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that it's something that um, just in general, I think people neglect character relationships as an, as an, like an element of analysis. Like Personally, I think it's almost more important than the characters, like the relationships between characters. And the character relationships in this movie are just like legitimately suppose, nonsensical. I mean, that's, that's what we're there for, right? Is like, but but then I'd say character and character relationships are kind of one and the same. Like, yeah, like they, for a character to be consistent, they need to act consistently with whatever the relationship. Like, I guess unless you had a well, because even if you had a story where it was a guy stranded on like I don't know an island, it could be the relationship they have with themselves, or a, um, or a volleyball. Yeah, well, I mean, there's yeah, a, there's exactly. a there's a lot of different layers to it. I mean, like there's power games sure. that go on and there's like games of like perception where characters will know something but not reveal it and try and manipulate other people. And there's like types of relationships, like you could have different types of affection and all sorts of things can go on. But in this movie, there's like none of that. It's just like the level zero information is presented and people accept it uncritically. And then that you just move on. There's like no, none of the, none of the even potential nuance of, you know, the complexity of human relationships is, is remotely present. Oh no, more tweets. Oh, we don't have to go into that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can read them in your own time. I suppose we should press on with yeah. this video. Um, well, you know what? Uh, I scanned around a little bit because I wasn't sure where we were, so let's find out where we are. Before, they also seem to work based on instinct. Are we Before, ahead or, or behind where we were? That we need to go back a little bit. He, so they just said oh, the rings go. work on instinct and you don't need to know how they work? I think we <laughs> have to assume that the rings have some ability to know what you were thinking. Oh, totally, yeah. Intentions are. They have to... Otherwise, how do they work? Like... Well, it's the prob it's a problem with a lot of stuff in, um, in Marvel. Like, Iron Man's suit, how do, you, how do you control for a lot of the features unless the AI itself kind of knows what... Um, do there are th some things, you know, for example, like powering some up things, and powering sure. down the repulsor. They like show his hand really close and he does a particular yeah, hand yeah, yeah, movement yeah. to like, you know, stuff yeah. like that. You um, can be like, okay, all right. But, but like, does, does it, uh, Friday know, hey, look, Tony wants to talk to people with his helmet off. So I'm going to take his helmet off so he can talk to them. You know, that kind of shit. Well, we could argue that a lot of it is stuff like actual voice commands. They just don't. Um, you maybe know, aesthetically have them play to us. Well, I mean, here, here's one like Spider Man when he's using his little uh, when he's got the Iron Spider suit and it has the legs and it does stuff. It's like that's got to be really in sync with you, otherwise, you're going to be. Oh, yeah, he up. was surprised by really, that, wasn't he? He was surprised when they saved him initially, yeah. yeah. Um, but then they're doing incredibly complex, crazy maneuvers on Titan. It's like, hmm. That's uh, that's pretty intuitive, like Peter said. It's well, yeah, very intuitive. We know there are there are muscle movements, and we know there are voice commands, but then there are some things that like seem like, how did you know? How does it do? It's like the AI it... would have to know exactly yeah. what you wanted, and maybe it does. But like, imagine if there was a disconnect and it didn't sync up. And I think Tony does have it linked to his like possibly his brain at some point, right? Like he has like senses maybe. or whatever. Because if you think about the um yeah. the bath thing. He probably has the technology to to do something like that. They um, even have that yeah, in uh, our world to a degree. I remember watching a Vsauce video about it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's the thing that you see. I can't remember exactly. It's on one of those Elon Musk things where, like, you've got the monkey. Well, not the monkey, the chimp. you got to get it accurate. The chimp is there playing a little game, and he's moving the cursor yeah. with his, with uh, like, a gesture that he's doing, and eventually they disconnect the physical interface, but they can detect what his mind intends when he's moving it so accurately that it, it just, it's, it works perfectly. So I, I can imagine it's, um, yeah, something like that in the MCU. I think we just have to assume that's how it works, anyway. Yeah, and with the rings, like, all kinds of crazy shit happens, and there's no voice commands. There's There are gestures, Ugh. but a lot of it seems like it mm-hmm. must be something to do with detecting your fucking it intentions. Has yeah. It has to, yeah. I'm back. We can or... proceed, by the way. Um... We can what? Uh, yeah, we can carry on um, with our Shang-Chi video. Oh, thank you. And on one arm to make the voice of reason as usual. They also extend into this energy whip thingy. And then on the other end, they can be a shield or steps or bars to swing. Does this not sound like my stick can fire lasers and it can break? I guess it's just funny. Yeah, well, I have anti-laser armor, so your lasers can't pierce my armor. I guess it just sounds like he wants Green Lantern then. Like some sort of energy construct that you can use to create other things besides what it is. No, it doesn't sound like what he wants because that would be restricted to something. Well, I I think that's... Yeah, I guess that's that's true, right? Green Lantern... Well, yeah, what I'm trying to highlight is that he almost likes the fact that there's nothing really tying any of this together. It's just cool things happen. Which is weird because limitations are just an important part of... um, Like... Iron Man has scale. this crazy suit and these Stakes. crazy cool abilities. Yes, definitely for stakes. It's like the easy example. Iron Man, super powerful as an entity with like tech and stuff, but it is just a guy in there. And once you get through that, he's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, Captain America, super strong, really good with shields, but like you can shoot him and that's going to work. Same with Spider-Man. Awesome. Um, We've been mentioning sorry. that he injects himself with chips in Iron Man 3. So that was to... Like, isn't that specifically that so that they can, that Mark one 42. suit can attach? Yeah, yeah, it's for Mark it was, 42. So Mark 42 could, like, attach to him. It, I don't... I don't and, know and it was specifically when he did a gesture as well. It yeah. wasn't mental, I don't think. There's loads of gestures, so it's all physical at that yeah. point, which is something that we thought yep. was a thing anyway. But that opens the door, you can say. Mm-hmm. Also, like, having limitations and being pushed to them is sort of like a cornerstone of yep. character arcs and motivation and, like, yep. building character and stuff. If you don't have clear motivations... I mean, it's it's getting to the point where you it's well, yeah, very um, difficult to build a character at all. This is actually something that I think was a little bit of a problem in Phase 1 with, like, so you got Iron Man to the point where one of his repulses comes off, his helmet's off, and uh, he's on, what, like, 2% power. It's like, fucking hell, we understand yeah. very much these dire circumstances. Uh, Cap and Winter Soldier, yes, I'm referencing Winter Soldier, when he's shot, like, twice, once in the chest and once in the thigh or whatever, and he's slowly moving, we're like, holy fuck, this is him at his limit now, because that's, like, as much as he can take before he's about to die. Thor is a little bit more trouble than that. You're like, Thor's kind of just... He can, he can like, get, like, mud on him, and he can look tired. But it's, he got and, fat. And he, and he can be stabbed. And it's like, ah. He can be stabbed, yeah. And you're sort of just like, well, I don't really know what any of that means. I don't even know what it, if he has a healing factor. You know what I mean? Like, you, well, you, Thor is in the same awkward c- category as like Wonder Woman. It's like, you can take a lot of damage, but bullets seem to maybe potentially. I think Thor is impl- bulletproof. I think well, yeah, Thor I'm pretty has sure been Thor's shot bulletproof. and is bulletproof. Yeah. Wait, actually, yeah. Wait, he, wait, wait, wait. He's bulletproof, but he can be stabbed? 
Yeah, well, I maybe we assume it's some Asgard shit. Like it's also I was gonna say it, it is Loki's blade, <laughs> so it could be Asgardian and steel. And Loki is super Seems strong pretty, too. Yeah, so maybe so. he's strong because we know this, that we know the, that like Hulk can hurt Thor big time. This came up so in he's, uh, he's the Suicide Squad. Him. There is a difference, maybe. a meaningful difference between being shot and being stabbed. That you can have stuff defend you from bullets, but not necessarily knives, depending on what it is. Mm -hmm. Um. Get Asgardite bullets and shoot him with Asgardian bullets. Yeah. <laughs> or Asgardian. Well, they, we've already got Dragon Scale as a new material now, so what, yeah. I wonder what that does to Thor. Maybe if you stab him with a Dragon Scale weapon, it'll kill him. I don't know. Yeah, I was really disappointed to not see a Dragon Methelm in there. You know, I am um, in. I maybe I zoned out for a second while I was doing some thinking, but this is also like the stakes issue. Of I have I don't know what he can do at any point he could pull something out of his ass through magic and it just solves the issue at hand. There's or no understanding of what his capabilities are. The other option and is you, that from it, a utility it, perspective, not being able to pull something out of his ass costs him all of it too. That could just happen randomly. Yeah, and then like why couldn't you just make that happen? There, I mean, with all the other stuff the rings do, how come you couldn't do X Y Z? I I just don't see. There's no through line because if 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 you if you give someone well, a jetpack, right? That's a very understandable, yeah. grounded <laughs> way to give someone something powerful that you could relate to. Like, okay, I know what their capabilities are. Rocketeer, right? Yeah. I know what the Rocketeer can do. I, he could fly around. He could move places. That, he, that allows him a lot of uh, uh, you know, utility and uh, you know, plot stuff he could do because of that. Um, well, I'm always going to go, go for it. No, finish your, finish your point, because mine might um, actually not be as related as I thought. Well, I, I was pretty much just saying that when it comes to the rings, you know, you never you never <laughs> know what he can do. You don't really know what he can't do. And I don't think writers can keep track of the things that he's already done and reincorporating no. them. Because yeah, once he does well, that, something, once he's got that shield, once he's got that sword, once he's got that thing he could do... If he ever doesn't use that when he needs yeah. to, then unless he's under extreme duress or incredible some reason why he doesn't use it, then that's an issue. It's a twofold problem. The twofold problem is what you've just said there, where it's like if he doesn't use it again, then there's a problem. But also just <laughs> give me damn it. Inconvenient. You. Damn it. Inconvenient timing. Um the second issue, oh my god, don't tell me that it slipped away, that it's gone. No, don't tell me that. It was, it's you there. sneezed away, you sneezed god, out a you thought. You sneezed your thoughts away. It's gone, I, quick, I, Stringy, it hasn't landed yet, go collect thought, it. The second thought was, I got it, that's alright, it's... Oh it's, boy, I, that's I good. It, I could hear you going... Um, yeah, you no, it back. It's, it's back in there. Um, yeah. the, the second thought was, if you have no limitations, then it's basically impossible for people to have expectations that they can reasonably... It's it's hard to know what's going to happen, and a lot of just storytelling is setting up expectations, whether or not they get paid off. But yeah, there's um, no suspense. There's no suspense yeah, because you can't anticipate what might happen. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly, exactly what I was feeling in the theater. I was just bored. I'm like, I have yeah. I have well, no I have no like mental frame with which to evaluate what yeah, might happen because need, I don't know uh, any of the rules. We need limitations. We need some kind of limitations. I feel like the one of the best MCU fights to represent this would be the Civil War end, <laughs> the end of Civil War fight, where uh, every capacity all three characters have are used to their maximum, essentially. Um, mm -hmm. And the limitations of Iron Man's suit are extremely important in that scene as well. And so, if someone said to you, Bucky and Cap versus Iron Man in a complicated environment that gives them cover, as well as opportunities to um, 
triple his suit. You're like, alright, alright, let's see how this unfolds, because I understand. If I said, Shang-Chi is going to fight his dad who has ten rings and a thousand years of experience, I'd be like, <laughs> he loses. Well, no, well here, no, here's the problem. No, but no, but when his dad attacks, he rolls a d20, and if he critically fails, the rings defect. <laughs> but, so that's what I mean. If, if knowing that, technically, you do because that happened in the uh, when he fought the woman in the opening. So it's just like, um, yeah. By he the could, way, he could lose if his weapons defect. I guess. I, I like that d20 example because one of the things I really like about Pathfinder Second Edition is the way that it deals with uh, critical successes and failures. Typically, in a lot of role-playing stuff, uh, D&D and Pathfinder 1st Edition, if you roll a 1, it's a critical fail. If you roll a 20, it's a critical success. Now, there's a 5% chance of either of those things happening. And that means that no matter, under the normal rules, no matter how skilled you are, no matter how unskilled you are, you have the exact, exact same chance for incredible success or incredible failure. And what Pathfinder 2nd Edition does is that instead of just 1 in 20 and it done, it's critical or uh, fail, uh, fail or success, um, you have to roll at least 10 over the target number for a critical success or 10 under for a critical fail, which means that the more you practice, the more you train, the better you are statistically at doing something, the less likely it is. And potentially not even possible to fail, but the less likely it is for you to fail and the more likely it is for you to succeed, which is more accurate to reality, I feel. Well, that Far begs the question, why does, why does when we fail so often then? He's had a thousand years of <laughs> toppling governments and, you know, being because Sauron he's never fought Shang Chi before, and he's just that good. Well, Shang Chi was trained by his mother's sister to use wind to beat him. Wind, yeah. That's Whatever like that's that like the most explanation we get. It's just I'm just saying like that doesn't that's not anything. Uh, it's it was upsetting to see Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. In this movie. Yo. It's like you're that's so right. good. Why are you here? To give it like legitimacy. Like that's the only fucking reason they hired her. Specifically, yeah. the she's, reason that annoys really us good. for it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what you just said about the D20 stuff, right? That was a Mark Twain quote, right? It is, yes. Mark Twain, uh, when he used to play... So he played the prototype of D&D, &D, which was like uh, strategy war games hmm. uh, that were used with armies and things. Um, and that, yeah, we owe, we owe tabletop role-playing games to Mark Twain. That's very true. Pretty cool. Pretty cool legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, didn't didn't Mark Twain write um, Fu Manchu? Yes. Hmm. Probably his most famous work, actually. Everything goes by back way, to Mark Twain. But By the way, just, just to be clear, we're not talking about just crit critical hits for weapons i said critical fails and critical successes which are different than the range of critical hits on weapons or potentially abilities those are as you probably things. all know yeah as you probably all know this i just yeah. want to clarify that in the chat because some people were saying da 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 just yeah so what the hell are you talking about yeah i know it's, like, it's very this, i mean it's pretty yeah. it's pretty just commonly established known information clarifying I was if you know anything about mark twain you know all this shit anyway yeah. Yeah. ...off onto something, or you can use them to do a big jump. The Ten Rings seem no, to be limited can to what a character can imagine. Shot. It does sound like, <laughs> you, you start the one who's like, are you doing that on purpose, like, as a joke, or are you... You can use them to do a big jump. It's well, remember earlier, he jump. said you could make a punch, or an even bigger punch. Like, what... A punch, or an even bigger punch, is like, what do we... Do? Is this like... This is like... Are you fucking with me? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and back to the idea that we said punches of different of uh, how many rings are you going to utilize for this punch you don't want maybe that's the thing you don't want to overextend yourself by using mm -hmm. too many rings so it it part what of what if there's a mana bar as well like the, yeah, half the, the rings skill to using the rings well let's see not to over you, exert yourself knowing the appropriate level of force to use for a given scenario having the rings you, need to recharge would be a great actually i think that would be well, like, like a, a really good glowing if they're that, still yeah, recharging the, well just there's a bar level it's like a mana bar or an, a power bar and it needs to recharge like we can make the lights go down on each ring Still as you're depleting them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So that's a clear visual way for you to identify, uh oh, I'm I'm in a bit of trouble here. I need to slow it down. Regards to what Rags saying about the use of the rings, it could that could be a really great payoff in an Avengers movie where he's never used all ten and he knows he can't, but there's this big you know, enemy that well, snap at the stones, that's, man. That's your buff. Like, that's you, yeah, that's a, right. Ten is too difficult to wield. Ten rings. Yeah. It's ooh, you better that that Ten very likely on one hand. It's like careful, you. yeah. You're, this careful. Will be the last thing you and like incredible that's... power, but it'll be the last thing you ever do. You better make it count. And that's crack mm -hmm. for audiences because for us, we'd be complaining like, why? Why is it that like they charge and recharge? They're magical. Like, how does that work? You know, we could we could go about the nitty gritty of the details, but like an audience being like, oh shit, yeah, he's using all ten rings for this one. Whoa, like that. Oh that, my god, that, that's because I wonder what the payoff was in this film, where they're just like, ah, oh, he stole all ten rings off his dad. Ah, <laughs> he did a okay. Well, here's a here's a question: Are the rings gonna defect from him as well? Like, is he just gonna be in a fight? And the rings are just gonna nah. stop fucking working. No, no, no fucking no, they, way. They anyone takes the rings off him. Yeah, it's yeah, his and that's the thing. If you wanted to be Maybe like, yeah, well, he Marvel was. Would take him. It's like these are evil alien rings. We got it. I gotta get him off you. I'm not an evil alien myself, of course. No, no, not me. Well, no, I'm, I'm the, a good guy. The evil thing, because like I thought that's why, like, really, that Shang-Chi was able to take them off his dad, because his dad's like kind of evil. The rings maybe are like, we don't like being evil. Take us. <laughs> no, <laughs> we want to be good. Yeah, but how come they didn't care earlier when he was going around conquering and stuff? I mean, oh, well, exactly. If they introduce a moral element but, to the sentience wait. of the rings, that'll fuck everything up wait, again. Wait, wait, hold on. But but the rings are evil. The rings want to like possess him to go release a Cthulhu monster. That well, was the so wall. So the problem is the film says that, but apparently no. It was just the interdimensional the dragon that was telling. It literally. Them the ring then, wait, then why does the film it? say that the ring? I, is he wearing the ring? No, you are. Writing, you are correct. Yeah. That was something we discussed. We have no fucking clue why they said that. That the voices start one he put the rings on it's like what the fuck do the rings have to do with the other dimension wall what, what do you this... well and that's something i've just now thought about as well as because they use their air bending magic from that dimension to control the rings do the rings have any relationship at all to this other dimension yeah because if they fell from They're a comet master, right or whatever well, we have no idea well, we don't we don't, let's we don't know anything about the rings he just has them he's like oh well, well, so thousands I, of years ago he had in, them in the opening she says that they were found in a crater but that, i guess that could mean anything I guess what I'm saying is, like, for perspective, if somebody did jujitsu or something, would that make the rings controlled by them? Probably not. So, like, yeah, the rings why... have to have a relationship with this airbending tribe. Or yeah, maybe maybe, maybe the lull makes sense in the sequel. Uh, I'm sure it'll. We, make we've said that sense. many times. Where it'll make sense later, it doesn't. It never does. No, if it made that—that's what I was talking about with like the first thirty frames—is like if there was a cohesive vision, and there were like you know. There, there was a really good style that was putting all of this together, it would already make sense. You wouldn't need to wait for it to make sense. You know, the only time I think I was ever right about that accidentally in terms of things getting better was, I think I've told you before, Frank, just the 
phase two was annoying me because I was like, we've done way too much collateral damage now for it to not be addressed. And then Civil War was like, yeah. we're addressing the collateral damage. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yes, yeah. we're doing it. Imagine. And since Shang-Chi has never trained with them before, they also yeah. seem to work based on instinct. You don't need to know oh, how that's to use Imagine they didn't. A, We'd be fucked. Also, what an insane extrapolation. They seem to work on instinct. Um, I mean, there's no other, like, I mean, that that's the conclusion you have to draw, but that's just because it's really badly written. There's no other I, way I, to explain the things that you see. At this point, I'm like, there is no conclusion to draw. It is purely in the we don't know category. Is it like you get the rings and then like the ring uploads like a PDF to your head that explains how to use it? Only only if you can instinctually open PDF files. Maybe for maybe maybe, maybe you're incompatible with your software. You need to update to you know, yeah, like when we wasn't on Windows eleven. But, well, but he yeah, has Shang-Chi was. He, he, no, but he has hold on, he has the bloodline, so he like the driver gets passed down from father to son. So he's got the driver. Oh, that's, the that, expl oh, that, that explains it. Definitely. But he might be old, like he might be an old OS, and then Shang-Chi is the new one as the son. So he can open zips by default, but the entire files have to be downloaded individually by Wen Wu. So he's still unlocking uh, his potential. Over a thousand time. years, still uh, well, that's, uh, unzipping. Shang-Chi's just like, yeah, I that, got that shit. I mean, the, I mean, Wen Wu has a thousand years of development history, and, you know, Shang-Chi is like this new thing. It's probably got bugs. Like, More if it's like Windows VC. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Windows when was Windows Vista. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the ben, uh, we're looking at the benchmarks right here, and it seems like Shang Chi is just uh, coming out on top in the metrics. Well, he is so. the thirty eighty Ti. If it's like you know a willpowery thing, then I just like okay, because uh, because I guess the rings it just didn't matter that he had them for this long or knew what they were. The dad is just like I guess Shang Chi's just gonna beat him because he has more investment. I think it's just like I just can't. What you sh what you tell me is the case, and what I see and what I can believe are just they're just in two different worlds at this point. Nothing seems to follow from anything. Yeah, like I, I can't see any power that the father has with the rings that Shan Chi isn't just going to have at the beginning of the next movie. Like yeah, it's gonna it's gonna start with him pogo hopping, and then like he's gonna blow something up or whatever, and he's gonna make a big, you know, spinny ring wall Wait. that's gonna stop a, it's just all the same shit's going to happen there's not going to be any no training sequence no explanation of how it works his achievements just, are pretty oh. up there right like the dragon he obliterated is like an alternate dimension demon soul sucker it's just like that's a pretty big achievement again well, the, well, i thought that was i thought that was aquafina well she <laughs> <laughs> yes they both did <laughs> this is, this is an interesting question it's like long. You have Aquafina, who's like unimpressive by human standards, just kind of tagging along <laughs> to a super adventure. It's like why? Yeah, no one knows why. She, doesn't, she it, doesn't it make doesn't it make Shan Chi like a shitty boyfriend to be bringing her along on this shit, where she should have died like multiple times? Well, he should have told her not to come on the plane with him. Yeah, but he just didn't because he, he she just was, doesn't have any she willpower. She was so insistent. That's the thing. Yeah, He's... it's like no, you need to understand. My my father is like a a, a magical pseudo Hitler. Who is like <laughs> commanding an army of, uh, that's like overthrown world governments, and he's sending fucking assassins that have knives for hands after me to come kill me to take my the, my mother's necklace? 
Okay, this is too dangerous for you. I'm sorry. And then she says, no, nah, I'm coming. Stay in the apartment. It's funny to me because, you know, if I was going to go on some kind of plane trip and someone was like, I'm coming with you. It's like, I'm just not going to tell you where and what I'm doing. <laughs> That's it. Or You're once screwed. We, once, you know, once you get into the taxi, I'm just going to jump out and run away. <laughs> or <laughs> better, better yet, she goes home, and then you get into a taxi and she doesn't get in with you. And that's that. <laughs> he, just, he, he just walks to he just walks to the door and she's like, where are you going? And he's like, by the way, my name's not Sean. And just cut. <laughs> Never see her again. I, I find it. I actually find it really. I don't want to cut. I want to, I want the scene of him running down the streets, like running away from her, trying to lose her. It's an action <laughs> scene. She's like, yeah, she's chasing him. No, and... it's, it's, it's not an action scene. It's entirely diegetic. We just have, it is action in that there's action, but like, I want the sound design to be entirely authentic of just him like, go away, leave me alone. Well, like he thinks <laughs> he's, he's lost it, gets into the taxi and then the camera yeah. just pans and her face is in the window like, where are you going, Sean? Yeah, and then he's like, Start screaming. God. Jesus Christ. It, it would be inappropriate to have like a crazy taxi sequence where he's trying to get to the airport. <laughs> Imagine he's on the plane in the seat and the camera pans to a window and she's there and again. She's like, the where are you going, on? Sean? Yeah. There you go. We made a really great comedy now. And then, and then she can get the rings because clearly she is like an interdimensional being. If she yeah, can and she has this the most willpower. The yes, and then, and then she would be really let power. down because... She went through all this effort to get on the plane. They don't even have a vegetable, a vegetarian <laughs> meal. Right. Oh, well, she doesn't yeah. have to worry about that. Wow, she's got her willpower to worry about. annoy him. Knows no bounds. She's the ultimate power in the universe. Yeah. The same problem as Black Widow, where the main character isn't really making the decisions in the movie. Yeah, Give him it, some damn agency. Yeah. You know? <laughs> don't just acquiesce to everything, and then at the end, tell me you have incredible willpower. And, and this is coming from me, you. somebody who gets annoyed when people say don't ever write passive characters. You could do it, but like, come yeah, on, just yeah, give, well, me, I, give me somebody who makes the decisions. Dude. I, yeah, I'm just bored of my these characters just not making the decisions. I want them to make the decisions. Well, I want them to be yeah, proactive. Like, you in favor of these other characters who need because again, Yelena has a lot more agency than uh than Nat because she's yeah. the important one now. I mean, um, if you want to have a passive protagonist in a superhero be. movie that really works, it would just be a, it'd have to be a very different movie. Yeah, and, because, oh, and, yeah, and, sure. and it's difficult. I, mean, I could see it working. It's difficult to nail, but it's just like, yeah, I just don't really have much investment well, in a character I, that's just like, where do I go next? Who do I punch? I'm like, yeah. I feel like the, the easy way to do it would be to, if you wanted to have a superhero thing where it's a passive, I don't know, have a superhero on his day off who just wants to chill out and do stuff, who just keeps getting embroiled in these crazy scenarios, and every time he tries to leave, it just gets worse even frozone close even when frozone was at home he wasn't a passive yeah, character so. he no, needed he that suit god damn it he needed the yeah. suit he needed to know where it was tell he me where it is woman. i'm not a, a passive habit. character <laughs> yeah i'm i am actively interested in the greater good <laughs> yeah maybe there's an interesting area to explore but that's not what they're uh no that's not what they're getting at they're just stringing no. him along they're like well, oh some... look Look, you're the hero. We need you to be the hero. So we're just going to do okay. him, basically. The difference we're, I would say is gonna, you want a plot treadmill. Is designing a passive character along. versus designing an active character that ended up passive because you fucked up. Mm. Like, yeah, there was an important difference between those two. Absolutely. Well, Shang-Chi, at the beginning, he's trying to like he's trying to make decisions. Even yeah, the first act influenced. is much more yeah. about him, and it's it's probably the best of the three, honestly. I would say the first act is the best. It's kind of like it's it's closer to the movie that I would have preferred than what comes afterward. 
Like but, when the sister gets involved, and then when they yeah, have the all the sister dragons sucked. Stuff. Yeah, I don't even. The, the problem. Yeah. yeah, the problem. Do we do we cut the first act before or after the fucking Fight Club sequence? Because that <clears> is such a goddamn mess. Every single individual detail. Of I that would. Is I up. would say so, that is first act. Yeah, for, the, for the sake way. of the uh, story, it's like I would absolutely cut all of the Fight Club bullshit. Like literally the entire yeah. thing. Cut all of it. Let's let's have the sister do something else. But. Obviously, from an action standpoint, it's like, well, the audiences will really like to see Abomination of War. And hey, fighting. look, Abomination yeah. look, a Black Widow fighting an extremist guy. Isn't that cool? References. Yeah. She's like, she's like I, built, I built my entire empire on my own with uh... my own flesh and blood. And then, like, and then she just fucking lets, she just lets it go and lets it get destroyed and doesn't give a fuck and never mention again. <laughs> he doesn't it's even like, get I, mentioned. I was... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to go I, fuck I, it, I guess. I'm... I'm just thinking because, you know, somebody might be like, whoa, what? So you like it when Tony's arrogant, but not this person? It's like, so it's. I don't mind the arrogance. Well, the problem is that it's like, yeah, Tony Stark did. Like, the story is critical of. Iron Man is critical of Tony, but like, this film isn't critical of her. Like, she's great. Celebratory of her. Well, I don't don't mind her, like, being a girl boss, but if she's going to be a fucking girl boss, then she should care about her business being destroyed. Like yeah, there, there should, should be some investment have, there. Yeah, their character traits and actions come as a result of you being a girl boss or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. if you are doing all the things, if you're the kind of character who can not only want to do that, but actually goes through and tries it and is successful somehow, that implies a lot about the way that you will behave and the things that you'll care about. And they just drop it, apparently. Naturally. And like, well, a, how about nice, this nice, yeah. comparison too, right? You remember how it really fucking annoyed me in the film, where she's just ripping into Shang Chi when she has no idea what happened. She just knows mm-hmm. that he didn't turn back up. That's all she knows. And oh, uh, I... so, the, so it annoys me that yeah. she's willing to practically like hurt him dramatically for that and condemn him as a person. So that that's annoying to me watching that happen. Because I just think she's a piece of shit. Meanwhile, you have like Tony from the get go, even in um, the opening scene. He's um he's he's they, he's, they, he's not out. he's not as, yeah. he's not as much of an asshole as uh, Doctor Strange is. They both like ran uh, to a degree as as egos, but um you know like, even he has that call with Obi and he's just like hey man, and like they're totally chill throughout the film. And it's only when Obadiah reveals that he's like I've been subverting you for the, basically your whole life because you're useless and I I have the better idea how to run the company. He's just like stunned. You know, at first he doesn't know how to how to deal with it, and and, and what I'm saying is just like it's it's much more um, informed uh, reactions to everything and points of view. You can even understand how he became the person he was. She, on the other hand, like I just feel like she's ignoring loads of information to be a dick. Why well, I, I I okay? I was so confused. I I thought when she was giving that whole speech about like someone not coming back, I thought she was talking about Wang Wu. <laughs> no, she's talking about Shang Chi. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what was yeah. what was her motivation for running away from Sorry. her dad? So the logic was Shang-Chi went on his mission, he said he'd come back, and he didn't, so that fuck him. Uh, and then she left. Yeah, um, she left just because it's a, yeah, I don't know, she, toxic she environment, him. I guess. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, when she meets him again, it's like, oh, you abandoned me, piece of shit. And it's like, oh, yeah, you 14-year-old who was just tasked with assassinating somebody, you were that under a lot of That makes so much less you- sense! Yeah, it no, makes well, so much more sense. I thought I thought the fucking Wang, Wang Wu abandoned her. Why would she be mad at a fucking fourteen? That's so dumb. Because we need conflict. Yeah, she literally. Even if, if the she conflict feels, if she was a normal unfair. human being, and then like she sees, or to be fair, she would have fucking searched him down by now. But instead, she's Probably. just like, yeah, 
I hate you. And it's like, do you have any idea what happened? She's like, no. Like, and, right. But I'm going to remain indignant in any case. Which is why I like the fact it. That you were in extreme stress. There's key things like this that um also, just make the difference between someone like a Tony and, and I can't remember her name, by the way. Okay, so okay, so like the Wang Wu or whatever sends the postcard, giving the idea that it's his sister. So he goes goes to find his sister, but then how does his sister know that he's coming? Oh, it's just badly written. <laughs> like that's, that's all that there is to that whole aspect. Like, well, someone said, I don't think she was brought yeah. up in an environment that fosters empathy. To be fair, she's a human being. Like, the, but Shang still... Chi has empathy. So what's her problem? Well, so did her parents. Yeah, Shang Chi was. Shang-Chi was raised so to be a fucking assassin. Yeah, but, and look at him. Look at how he turned out. He wants to like, save people, and he's but, but nice if, to people. But if we want to conclude, she's just she's just a dick. I'd be like, well, then she's a dick. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what to but, say. Like, don't 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 tell me that I'm supposed to like her. Then you know, like, well, I don't know what is likable about her. She's annoying. Well, I mean, I feel like the big thing is she abandoned Shang-Chi, and it's like, oh, I wanted you to feel fear. It's like so. That's bad. Yeah, that's yeah. bad thing to do. To make somebody fear dying just because you want to make them feel like they're going to die. And that gives you joy that they're under emotional stress. That is like, Wait, oof. Oh my God. I'm just, I'm, every time I think about something, I get so fucking confused. Okay, so she's supposed to be on, on Shang-Chi's side because she saves Aquafina, And she's like yeah. on his side for the entire Somehow. movie. But then she takes over the 10 rings that's against him. Well, she said, because she's, I guess she's, they want to go like, ah, see, she's kind of, ooh, anti-hero. It's like, um, okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, then why did she save the Aquafina? Um, because, I don't know, she's a good person, except, nah, she's maybe an anti-hero. I, I don't know, I couldn't tell you. This isn't even worth thinking about. We'll find out <laughs> in the next movie. Watch, it's, all it is is watch the next movie. Watch the next one, because that's what Marvel is at the moment. You don't care about what's happening in this movie. You're just hyped and anticipated for what's next. There's always the next. I'm I'm just shocked that like the level of confused I was when I walked out of the theater is like less confused than I am now. Well, <laughs> and interestingly to me, I was about to say um the, the the whole like empathy thing. I was like I'm not even necessarily talking about that. Like curiosity, just being like, where were you? Where did you? What go? happened? Yeah, yeah. What happened? There must have been a reason. Yeah, and if it was, well, I just surely, abandoned you because I don't she, like you guys, be like, oh, okay, that's it then. What's kind of interesting, right? Because the film says she doesn't even need closure, but it's like, but she's so mad at him, clearly, clearly she has she a does. problem here. Yeah. So she does need closure. And if you want closure, you need that explanation. You need to sit down and have a conversation, not, fuck you, I built this empire on my own. Look at you, you you're a valet, and that's that's something. Oh, they gave her a scorpion's weapon, it was really cool. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, and she trained herself how to use that. Of course she did. Remember, she started Fight Club at 16. Easy. In a skyscraper <laughs> that's under construction. Why did you add so many weird variables? <laughs> and, and, there's a, and there's like a rafters made of bamboo? Well, apparently that is what they made. Apparently. apparently uh, yeah, but again, people have insisted that that is the case. That well, so, yeah, that's, that's worth addressing on an EFAP if we haven't already. So, like, that came up when we were talking about it. And, like, I think I said, like, I have no idea if that's a flaw or not. And then we read out in chat, some people say, nope, that's normal. And you're like, oh, okay. There's, like, people posted the subreddit that were furious that that was brought up as a flaw. And I was like, it was literally counted in the same episode minutes later. It's like, what do you want? And not to mention, um, there were some people saying that, yes, it's used, but they, they're surprised that it would be used at that level of a skyscraper. Because 
Yeah, like this is. I mean, I'm, bamboo is very useful, undoubtedly. But it's what thirty if stories. If it's like up? a skyscraper construction with a, a extremely professional construction company that has to build these to extremely rigorous standards. Yeah, well, you would expect would steel. You bamboo? wouldn't expect bamboo. And that's a perfectly reasonable thing I, to I think guess too. That was the but but the thing is is that I'm seeing these pictures of some very tall buildings with bamboo scaffolding. Oh yeah, what I'm arguing buildings. is it's a perfectly reasonable thing to ask. Oh, I. I mean, I asked it, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Meaning I it's that, perfectly reasonable. Honestly, that wasn't even... Yeah. The, the bamboo wasn't even, like, top ten things that annoyed me the most about that <laughs> no, scene. No, of course. What annoyed uh, me the no, most no, was no, that they good. didn't... They have this really cool, like, fight club, and they just don't even use it to go fight out on some rafters in the dark where you can't see anything. It's like, why? I just we don't need, get it. We need this crazy set piece, like, of, of them fighting on a on the side of a skyscraper. And it's like, just just imagine him giving orders, when we were giving orders to his subordinates, it's like, okay, I need you to go attack my son to steal his mother's necklace. Okay, now, when you do this, make sure that you attack him in the area where you're most likely to get hurt. Just like, well, maximize that. that. Like, ideally, if, if you could get him in, in a two-part bus that you immediately cut in half, yeah. like, that would that would be perfect. Because then, then, then we maximize the chance that you personally get hurt when you could attack him literally anywhere else. Like, okay. But yes, bamboo is apparently viable. It's just that um, uh, mm -hmm. it, it seems strange. It does. Then beforehand, Wanda or Doctor Strange or Bucky got their forearms on these things, you assume the rings would work for those characters in ways that are unique to their individual fighting style. But the best no, part... I, uh, I would assume I that there is that? one type of way that the rings work, which is the way that Wenwu's using them, that it does all those I mean, Shang-Chi does a lot of the same stuff Wenwu does. Like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But then again, like, what? I don't know what these things are limited to. I don't know. Yeah, I have no clue. I that's the thing. I have no clue. Part about the ten rings interrupt the flow of the fight. They enhance whatever the user is already good at. Well choreographed kung fu gets elevated to the level where it can. So, no, like kung fu just gets changed into completely magical bullshit. Like the idea that you're doing a normal fight and then you add the rings and it enhances it. It's like, well, no. Now it changes into weird, like it's slam cool. the ground and yeah, because. Kung Fu does not account for magical ring. It is not Kung Fu anymore, it's something else. Yeah, well, it's, it's just like, if I add a gun, it makes Kung Fu even more enhanced. They'll be like, well, no, now you're shooting a gun. Like, this is a completely different thing, I don't know why you're bringing this up. It doesn't make you faster, or um, yeah. the punches hit... Well, it, it would make the punches hit harder, theoretically, but... You know, well, they use the... the rings to punch the ground, or to fire at people, use as a whip. Like, what does that got to do with Kung Fu? How how would the rings augment Hawkeye's fighting style? <laughs> no idea. He puts the ring on a bow and arrow and fires it. And shoots it with his bow. Can <laughs> destroy it. The core of what makes the fight work is still intact. The core and they of what... lend... that, this is very ambiguous. It's yeah. just, it's like these this floaty language that I don't know what I don't know what your words are connecting to in the real world and what they mean. The know? core of the fight is intact. There you go. I fixed it for you. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, what makes the fight work is still intact. And they lend themselves to some absolutely killer fits. Who rolls up sleeves on a suit to their forearms? Killer fits? Someone whose forearms... Do you mean fights? 
Did he mean fights? Or does he mean they fit oh. well? Maybe, but they don't fit Killer well. They're fits? clearly quite loose on those. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, they change size. They, presumably, cha they yeah. definitely change. They have Ooh, to change. Like Lord yeah. of the Rings. Or it is a mean look that's tough to pull off if you don't have the weapons on your wrist to back it up. Second reason wait, why. Wait, um, wait, what? So that, so that only applies to one person in the world, then? Well, there's people who don't have full sleeves can look a little gay if they don't have their rings. No, no wait, wait, wait. This, this is, okay, okay. I, hold on. I, I, need to, I need to respond to this for people in chat who haven't had, like, corporate jobs. This is the most common male fashion look, is to have, like, a full sleeve shirt that's, like, brought up and you fold it up at the elbow. So they wear this, is like yeah. what you, this is what you would expect of a random dude working at a fucking tech company. Yeah, they it would be a neatly folded, yeah, or... Uh, I mean, I don't, I've never seen it without bracelets that are magical attached, because <laughs> otherwise you look really lame. I guess. Also, apparently that's it for the rigs. I guess he can't really say anything else, to be fair. But uh, that's one of the so because that's reason one why Wenwu is the best Marvel villain, and I just feel like most of the Marvel villains have more understandable uh, weaponry at their disposal that um, is still I don't know versatile, I guess. It's tough to pull off if you don't have the weapons on your wrist to back it up. Second reason Wenwu rules, he's in it for kind of the right reasons. Wenwu really had it all. He was a conqueror with a vast army and a bunch of- Wait, wait, he's in it for the right reasons? And then he shows a shot of the fucking sequence where they say he only cares about power. Um, well, it depends on how he's going to justify this. Is he going to say? Yeah, or, let's see. Because in it for the right reasons, it's like, do you mean he's morally right? Or do you mean that it's consistent with what he values? Because, I mean, and I don't know how this wouldn't apply to a lot of MCU villains. So, you know. That seems like a, that seems like a normative claim, but sure, let's see what he Surely says. he should be, um... Not only saying why Wen was good, but why he's better than the rest as well, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Should... Well, that's yeah. what you have to establish if this is called why he's the best villain. Well, he already backwalked that. He already said why he's maybe the best villain. He like immediately uh, backwalked. Well, even uh, even if you nice. lame, but if you said that, still you have to just like make the argument, right? Yeah. At all. He was a conqueror with a vast army and a bunch of vague weapon trafficking organizations, apparently, and he gave it all up, 100% for his family. Did he? And a lot he of did? times in a story, like, well, he why, gave up the why rings. Why would you have to give that up for the? Why would you? Why do you need to give all that up for your family? I mean, that's, never that's, that's the choice he made. I don't know. I don't remember them if telling I'm us the exactly ruler, why. If I'm the ruler, if I'm the ruler of the like the world or whatever, and I have a family, I wouldn't be like, okay, guys, I love you so much, I'm going to give this all up. And they'll and so they'll be like, but don't you have like six hundred and twelve thousand bajillion enemies at this point? I said, I'm giving it all up. We're not going to do this anymore. We're going to go <laughs> live in a house someplace. It's it's not like my bookie's going to show up palace? one day because I lost a bet on the Jets game and kill you. <laughs> it, it is interesting to think about because had he kept it, his family probably would have been fine because he would have just had loads of security, right? Uh, yeah, access to all the security in the world, all the education, all of the privileges and fineries and. Like, man, uh, thanks, Dad. Dick? <laughs> <laughs> like this. 
You can't. You know what? You, you bring up a good point. Like, why did he bring it? Because it, it's declared as, like, this thing that we would understand. Like, of course he gives up the rings for the family. It's like, what does that mean? What do you mean? Yeah. Why would you it's do also, that? It's a, it's a it's, world it's, before Google. Like, just imagine how much, like, he, he wasn't just a member of the aristocracy. He, like, was the aristocracy. He had, like, the ultimate power and access to, like, educational resources. Farm. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, no, fuck that. The Amish were right. Have you considered just being a low-class peasant that no one knows about? <laughs> and I was like, no, I, I, I kind of like this whole palace thing we got going. Yeah, and if, if it was the wife, it was like, look, you, I'm not going to fuck you unless you lose the reins. You'd be like, oh, man, really? Oh, well, I guess I'm, <laughs> well, I put them luckily, back on I'm the ruler of the universe. I guess I'll just have these 1,200 concubines or whatever. I'll find another woman who loves me. I can't remember this if it was... Is, like, if you loved me, like why would you make me choose this? Like, I don't know. It's one of the those choices. If she loved him, why wouldn't she introduce him to her family? Wait, did she do that? No, she wouldn't let him. That's what I was talking about earlier. She oh. wouldn't let him inside the fucking, uh, the mystical Taolo place. Maybe she knew that he was going to break the wall. Yeah, she knew that he's like a, a fucking genocidal maniac, but she marries him and runs off with him. It's I don't ridiculous. Just, I don't know. <laughs> I think you're a genocide. I trust you enough to marry you, but I don't trust you enough to show you my family. But I love you and I'll marry you. Yeah. You, what of interest? That's Now that's some compartmentalization. I'll, 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 uh, I'll marry you and have your kids, but I'm going to give our kids these very important necklaces and i'm just not going to tell you what they do she marries did, him did she tell the kids what they did no no oh, yeah she did how, how was how, oh, oh she okay. did well, that's right she did because there was that scene at the beginning yeah she did um imagine Don't she married him specifically because of his like kingdom and power and influence and he's like i gave it all up babe and she's like oh, <laughs> oh so what are you because <laughs> they fell in love well before they even like had a conversation Swipe. right Swipe left. Also, um, it's I, I'm kind of getting the vibe because it clearly worked on this loser. This whole oh, he gave it all up for the F word, man, for family. And I was like, but no, they just said the F word, and so now you you've bought into it because they use the F word. That doesn't make sense. There, there's like no he, connecting. I was thinking about it mechanically. You can give up the rings. You can put them in a box, I guess. But how do you give up your empire? Like, what does that entail exactly? Who who takes over, or does it get dissolved? And if not, like it keeps going. And at that point, surely you just want to keep the rings. They make you immune to being assassinated, or at least you want to protect your family with that, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot you... of people buy guns to protect their families if they need to use it. Like, why would you give up the ring? You have made a lot of enemies in this world. A lot of people want to kill you. Yeah, Can you give you up think, the rings and stay immortal? How are you still alive? Don't you think the Ten Rings organization <laughs> will want to come get the rings back if you're not using them? Like, I don't fucking know, dude. I, just, <laughs> I don't fucking know. But uh, like, yeah, they're, they're, know. they're invoking they're invoking family when this is like the most dysfunctional family like in the fucking world. Like raising yeah, and, their kid to be a heartless like psychopath, literally. And we've like barely started on his praise for this motivation, which is I just already disagree with the foundation. Like, it's great because you know he wants power, meets a girl, gives it all up, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> a lot of this stuff yeah. isn't justified at all. And what does that even mean? Said first family, and a lot of times in a story like this, you can't take the warrior out of the man. Right, the father figure is called back into the world he used to be a part of. Maybe because he needs to, or maybe because he just he misses the fight. We're never sure, but the father that seems gives important. up on his family. So he... Wait, we're, we're well, never so he... sure about this on, incredibly important that... thing. 
He's saying that as an ex he's not saying that's what this situation is. So it, he's referring to like films where maybe a retired guy is with his family and then oh, okay. his old job oh, okay. calls him back right. in, you know? Uh, okay. Sure. I don't, I don't know why he said we never really were sure what I don't know what films he's referring to specifically, but I mean, okay, I, I follow because he's gonna say that um this is this is a different kind of story where the man goes back because he wants to go back. I don't fucking know. We can return. It's Brandy. His life, his love, and his lady is the sea. But Wenwu is really all in on- Well, no, that, that you can't compare it to Ego, because Ego, that was Ego's plan from the get-go. Ego only met women to implant things. He was never, like- That when, was always his agenda. Yeah, Wenwu yeah. went from conqueror to, actually, no, I don't want to conquer it, until his wife died, and then he was like, okay, okay, back to conquering. It's not the same, but- Doesn't stray, he isn't secretly using the rings, no one confronts him, and says- Damn rings. It isn't until Lee is killed and he believes his family is destroyed that Fuck, keeps, the... sorry, keeps skipping. I don't, have to I don't believe back. you because he spent all he spent he seems to have spent most of his life in the shadows. So he clearly knows many different lives. Also, wait, so he was saying that ego because it, now it seems like he is drawing a distinction between Shang-Chi and ego, but I was just going to say that um Ego isn't the example he gave first of characters who are drawn back into an old life by that old life. These are like three distinct different story life. paths. I, but, um, fine. I, I, it was skipping for me, I just want to play this again. Him ...and says, it's us or those damn rings. It isn't until Lee is killed and he believes his family is destroyed that when we... But also, um... Do do we know why does the family make him do that choice? Why why that choice? What's bad about the rings? I'm not sure. Is it just totally like they just made it up? Well, it's or... also weird because it gives him immortality. Maybe he just didn't want that anymore. I don't know. Uh, you, we've all seen the movie. Do you remember motivation and specific stuff for that? Because I don't. I don't remember. Every every um... time I thought about a character's motivation in the movie, it m just made me more confused. Yeah. All of them. Like, actually all of them. Yeah, I got nothing but that. He doesn't want to when Wu believes he needs to. And listen, if... Now, I haven't, I haven't seen the film, but is that true? He doesn't want to, but he needs to? In relation to the rings? Like getting... Going back into his old life of... I thought it was that he was specifically looking for who killed his wife. Yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was like a vengeful thing. He was like, okay, well, you killed my wife. I'm going to train my son to be a super assassin to go kill the guy who killed my wife. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm a little bit lost on, yeah. It's back to the only life he knows. He doesn't want to. When Wu believes he wait, needs wait, wait, to. Wait, 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 that wait. That isn't a life that he knew. He didn't know the life of training his son to be a super assassin to go seek vengeance. There's no indication he's had that life before. His previous life was like knocking over governments, which presumably he's not doing anymore. Yeah, yeah. Again, like I'm very lost. It's completely different. And we don't even know that he re redid because you know, like he regained, continues his pathway from twenty. Is it two thousand? It's early two thousands that his uh, wife was killed, presumably, right? Yeah, something like that. It was ten years ago. So we're supposed to believe that for ten years he's continued like the Ten Rings domination of the world and shadowiness or whatever. It's just like, again, no. Well, there's no, there's no indication of it. No. Like, he has... He I'm sorry, has, where like, was he crew. with um with all of the world events? Did he not care about any of the, like, many times Earth was almost destroyed? Or was he just... Yeah, did he get snapped? That's yeah, a good question. <laughs> I mean, 
he just he just seems to have enough of an entourage to take out about like a fourth of a club that's like the extent yeah. of his influence yeah he's simultaneously enormous and tiny it's just like because he needs to be tiny because that's literally as far as his reach actually spreads but he also needs to be really intimidating so totally it's all over the world really trust me yeah and listen when makes this move it's easy to dismiss him but when Wu is literally an old school conqueror I completely understand why he thinks this is the right thing to do but unlike it seemed in the initial trailers Wenwu does not want Shang-Chi back because he wants an heir to his empire. Wenwu is completely driven by his desire to reunite their family by rescuing their mother. And the yeah, and it gets a little bit cartoonish when he sees the demons coming out of the wall and he continues bashing it. You're like, uh, <laughs> demons sucking souls, dude. The demons, I'm coming, wife. <laughs> I'll save you from the demons. Yes. Yeah, I want them to suck your soul away. Relationship between Wu and Lee is all. Oh, wait, 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 but it's, it's, can it even be called his motivation if he's having his mind taken over by a Cthulhu monster? Is that him trying to reunite his family? Um, or is that him trying to free a Cthulhu monster? It's not, well, so they would tell us that it's, con the Cthulhu monster's convinced him that the wife is behind that wall. Yeah, but that's not him trying to reunite his family, is it? Uh, I think, I think you could argue that's what he's doing in the movie. He's like, I want the wife back and we can, I guess, be a family again. I don't know. Okay. But he's doing lots of stupid evil things as a result of that, and it's not very well put together. Yeah. It's only when the giant dragon comes out that he's like, oh shit, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> by his desire to reunite their family by rescuing their mother. And the relationship between Wenwu and Lee is also completely believable. They compliment one another. Man, what a, what a compliment to the fucking writing. It's believable. It's like, this is the it, best, is what you said. It's not. It's one of the least believable like romances I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I would, I would, it's, I would probably abysmal. put that argument forward. You got um, invader trying to brute force his way into a civilization and a protector of that civilization, and they fight, and she defeats him, and they fall in love. You're like, oh, oh, oh I'm sorry, that end bit there and didn't then, make much sense. And then she, and then she acknowledges that he's like a genocidal threat, but <laughs> defects and like runs away with him. Yep. Because it's believable. It's it's not like the, in my opinion, this was the worst thing about the movie. Their relationship was just horrendous. Because are you saying that because like everything rests on this? No, it's just because I'm personally fixated on character relationships, and everything about this is just so wrong, just so well, the yeah, opposite. They put, of they put anything in so much effort. Sense. They like fight, and she like smiles at him, and he smiles back. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Isn't that romantic? remember when Zoro fights? Uh, I forget Catherine her name. Zeta Elena? Jones. Oh, Catherine yeah. Zeta-Jones in the stables. That was nice. They were fighting, but she was still kind of, you know, enamored with him. And he was being all Lots like, of flirting hey. throughout it. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was a can, good move. You can do the fighting and, like, love is, like, fighting metaphor. Like, that happens in Hero, so I can't, like, completely shit on that. It's just, like, everything surrounding that in this movie makes no sense. Agreed. Another few seconds we see of Shang Chi and Jialing's childhood, playing Dance Dance Revolution as a family. Sorry, she lives in a portal in the woods. Um. So, well, you the woods have. She have a house or a? So she's. I assume she. We don't know about her house. I assume she just went back and through the fucking waterfall. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Or. 
Maybe she just does have a little hut and she goes fishing every once in a while to stay alive. I don't know. I was I was wondering like if she like could shower or if she has a dirty butthole or things like that. <laughs> I don't know. The important things. Let's live in the woods just with all this makeup. Dad, we're happy together. If the opening scene did not sell the idea that Lee is able to stop Wenwu in his tracks, that she is the only one for him, then I don't think Wenwu is really- Wait, whoa. No, so that so, would mean that he needs to destroy her when he I was, I was supposed to say, like, she's the only one that can stop him, therefore, love. You're like, what? Hang there, on. No, therefore, <laughs> when she's sleeping, he kills her. I like the <laughs> like, world. The only one that can stop fucking the Emperor is, like, Luke, and you're like, love. Okay. <laughs> Wait so, a minute. So I sure do love you, Luke. You're just so great. His first, his first motivation we're interested in, or we're introduced to, the thing that's made most explicit is that all he cares about is power. Therefore, he falls in love with the only person who can stop him? Apparently. Men like a strong woman, you know? That's that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what does this say? You know, it's believable. Relentless pursuit of time. would work. But we see some genuine chemistry between Wenwu and Lee. Ooh, genuine yeah. chemistry. Mm. Not that Not shitty chemistry. chemistry like disingenuous chemistry. <laughs> yeah, alchemy. This is shitty chemistry from this from the local shop. You know, this. You, I this feel is, like every time you put a word or something, him. you know, like genuine something, or like you should Real. always you should always think as opposed to. And then maybe that word will come across as somewhat weird and redundant. Why is Wenwu dressed as Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> <laughs> it's raw! What's the matter with you? She looks so interested. Yeah. She looks, she is very invested. I can tell by her face. She's just, look. That helps against hope that Wenwu might be right and he could reunite with his long lost life. I... The journey okay. here is so true. Did, did anyone so, did anyone think for even a second that it was possible that he, that was, he was going to find his wife? There's no no like yeah. no. I mean, the the, um, no. the conflict in like Wanda Vision being built entirely on what are unfortunately very few scenes that Wanda and Vision have is still like what well, what I'm getting at with that is just like that that's something that people think is really um, moving and it's just not built on yeah. a lot of scenes. This is like everything and it's built on one scene where they sort of battle and you're like oh they're in love okay like like the idea that at this point in the movie we're like come on like you know you, you gotta realize well, your wife's you gone your dude wife. but like well just just i understand why you're so passionate but like you, you know she's gone man you're being tricked like i'm just sitting here like what is he doing <laughs> <laughs> what, what an idiot like He's not in it for greed or power. A Lovecraftian soul-eating dragon has tricked Wenwu into freeing it under the guise of saving his wife. <laughs> I, I love what that he says that like it's just this that. really meaningful bit of writing as yeah. opposed to just like, why, how, what? <laughs> All of it's nonsense. Nah, what, a, what a sentence. <laughs> like, we went over, he's like, gotta save his wife from the fucking soul-eating dragon. If it has something to do with the ring specifically, one, why? Two, why didn't it do it before, in the thousand years that he had access, whatever. If it doesn't have anything to do with the rings, why target him, rather than, I don't know, Thanos, or anyone else, to, to have them release their beloved, you know? Like, because plenty of people have lost people. Tony Stark, you could fucking convince him his parents are trapped behind the wall, I guess. 
I mean, okay, there actually is an apologist explanation there because he was already fucking obsessed with getting to Talo, like already. So if like he would be the best person to like Cthulhu possess because he's already well, spent why... all this time trying to get in there, and he actually could potentially get in there. Yeah, but why did why did it stop, and why didn't it try any other alternatives? Why not just you know you can't lose by having oh, that normal is a people. Fantastic in. question. Yeah. In fact, fuck it. Just convince all of the world leaders to come and get you. You'll be better off because it'll start like a war, probably, and then you'll be just in the background with your little with your little demon wall, being like, "Help me! I'm an innocent. Please, they trap just, me." Just like one person with a stick of dynamite would knock it like a scale loose, and then you could just get a yep. get a guy to go out and he'd just covertly pick up some souls, and you know we're we're cooking with gas. Whoa! Wait, I got a question, Fringy. What are you? Hmm. What are you? What do you mean? Like, I'm a shibi dog, and Doomer's a, a guy with a beanie, Mahler's a furry, but you, you're like, yeah, you're <laughs> you're a plague doctor. No. More of like an occupation. It's not a, like, like what what's be behind careful. the mask? Careful. What are, what are, what do you mean? What was there to be careful about? You, you, you were there saying like, oh, being a plague doctor, that's like an occupation, not like. It is. It is. You know, I mean, you could call That's it what an you, it's like, but I would consider it to be a way of life. His work is his All life. All right, so you can be, you can have ways of life, but like, what, like, what's behind the mask? You know, why? Do you, does what that are matter? you canonically? Well, I'm, I'm curious because you always have the mask on. Yeah, and I'm just curious maybe, what, like, canonically, you're, you're, like, are you a, an alien? Are you a Australian? Are you a? No, redundant. Like, what Australian, a, yeah. What's going Australian. on? <laughs> Like, uh, look, what, what is it? What do, you, what do you got going on, you know, back there? What, what's, uh, are you from this world? I, are you from somewhere else? I, d I don't, like, I am, what do you, what do you mean? Like, what, <laughs> what kind of question are you asking? Okay, if you, if you went and you had to, like, fill out uh, some paperwork uh, to get health insurance, what would you put as your uh, species? A species, yeah. Like, what are you? Not in terms of like job, you know, or nationality, but like what what is Fringy? What's beneath the mask? What what does he see when he wakes up? I don't know. I maybe wear it to sleep. I'm not, I'm not sure. But oh, like what, sure. What do you, so so yeah. the, the canonic the canonical answer is that that I am a human being. <laughs> like that's that is the canon answer. Who is who? Okay, a, a human being who's a who is a, a plague doctor. It's just wet. Yeah, it's just the mask is on like and all the time. It's oh, this no. month. He's still the zombie virus that he's gonna have to and hopefully month, solve. Yeah, I'm a zombie. That's right. As, as yeah. the month ends. So yeah, canonically, Fringy is a human being, <laughs> but the mask right. is always on. That's fair enough. To nitpick, not unlike my podcast, mostly nitpicking. You kind of figure at some point, and they're at least that was, a, that was a promo for the podcast, wasn't it? The is one that... that is very popular. Well, we, we definitely um, that, that promo. I've definitely heard of mostly nitpicking before because I think he promotes it in his videos, which again, that's totally normal. But yeah, yeah, uh, I'm just not. There's a weird. Like I, I'm not, I'm not doing this to be mean. I literally don't understand. It's like it is weird that there's just barely any passover from his audience to um mostly nitpicking it's a it is an active youtube channel um he posted five days ago last time i think that the way they do it is the one podcast per movie and i assume it's just a chat right. about the movie um i don't I get it. like wait a it, second what oh holy shit 
Kate, his he did one a week ago that has 88 views. This is what I mean. I, I genuinely don't know how this is possible with a channel. What is his, like, sub count? This Isn't is Nando? Well over, like, 200,000. 250,000 subscribers, but, like, that's his podcast, I guess, and then it's just... But my, my second channel that I've actually rarely ever, like, shilled or anything, that's, like, it, I don't understand. Well, for reference, Nando, my, unlisted, my unlisted stream archives have more views. Again, not what? not doing this to be mean. I... I don't understand. I'd figure that he would have more of a crossover from his main channel. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm um, curious. And you would think that there'd be an interest because it's not like it's radically different. It's talking about movies. He talks about movies on his yeah. channel. Uh, someone said, "Is it more popular on iTunes and other sites?" It's like maybe, it might be, but his I still YouTube channel is here though. I would, yeah, I would, even, I would expect that, a YouTube like. If you like Nando's his movies, it's like, oh, he's got a podcast, perfect. All I have to do is sub like, yeah. If your if your primary audience, if your biggest presence on the internet is on YouTube, you would expect YouTube to be where probably most of your stuff and attention goes. Also, at least a massive chunk of it. He, 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 well, I wonder right. what he said about Tomorrow War to give that rating. Let me take a look. I'm um, Fast and the Furious. Where? Which one's Tomorrow War? 83%, 75%. I mean, yeah. I I granted it's easier for those ratings to fluctuate with that few views, but What's what's huh. the percentage is that likes to dislikes? Yeah. Yeah, how what how what percentage is positive is the yeah. Well, let let me go to uh mostly nitpicking YouTube. I mean, 75% is still probably good. Also, it's like bad. you said we're dealing with small integers. 75% is bad? It's quite bad. Really? Yeah, I would like say it doesn't generally you skew nine... more towards positive than negative. Like, oh, absolutely. So as easily. a general rule for like YouTube channels, so seventy-five percent would be. Yeah, they compared to like the I would say once it like... gets to, I'd say once it starts to dip into like ninety-three, ninety-four percent, like that's curious. Something, something like went something's wrong, not. Yeah, yeah something you said went something wrong. Was a little controversial, and if it's below ninety percent. Then it's like, like, oh, huh. you definitely, you definitely said something that people find contentious. Oh, yeah, now that you me... mentioned it, I'm like, I'm like over ninety percent likes on my video, and I'm like shitting on a popular person. Yeah, to be honest with you, uh, I would expect a worse rating than that for your video, but hey. <laughs> there's, well, here's the thing: I've gotten only... worse ratings from picking on Snyder Cut. Well, <laughs> so when it, that's the thing with these ratings, there's so there's only six ratings, five up and one down. Right, so, so it's not fair. It's yeah, not, I would say few, it's not even fair at that point to yeah, with such few views, it doesn't even like yeah. One dislike means it drops from a one hundred to yeah, an eighty-three. Exactly, exactly. Well, so the only ones that are that are like really popular. Well, there doesn't seem to be any that are popular. So, well, I was gonna say I just checked that the most popular was like around six hundred views for Rise of Skywalker. It's like, huh. oh, and which by the way is the most popular refap episode. Right, that's that's right. Okay. It is. You fuckers with your Star Wars. Um, but yeah, yeah, I guess if if you want to check out his podcast, mostly nitpicking, you can find it on YouTube. Maybe he's better. Um, can maybe they? He's better <laughs> oh man, that's bad. It's actually, like constructing videos. Well, like you know, we often at the end of an EFAB end up saying, "Man, that was one of the worst videos I've seen." This one's probably fine. Like this, this one's. Has Relatively, yeah, by, I mean, by, half of it was standard. almost irrelevant, which helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, 
What the, uh, this 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 video or the this, movie? This video, this video. Maybe that tells you about the standards of EFAP, Duma. That this yeah, video I'll is one of the best ones we've covered, probably. Really? Curve. This is actually what? one of the best ones. You, you yeah, should uh, okay. you should check out our coverage of EFAP ninety three. Go check out EFAP ninety three. Have fun with that. All right, let me go look at that because I, I have been watching some of them, but but yeah, I mean this. We've this we've is, had uh... we've had some events in the past. Have you sent Look. us any super chats, or are you a are you a fake fan? Are you a free? <laughs> wow! I don't think I've sent you any super chats. No. Good. Thank God. We already have so many. One oh. day, one day <laughs> that backlog will hit zero, and I will say, "Haha, we have stuck to our word." And we can dance a merry melody, a merry tune. Wait, we'll not dance a merry tune. Dance to a merry tune, unless <laughs> dancing if, makes the music. If we capture with the full backlog, anything's possible. Yeah, like. Uh, those those tap dancers they can dance well is it a tune or just a rhythm if it's i don't know let's go let's let's explore here what is it 93 got the gun in my mouth oh no oh is the lord of the rings trilogy bad oh no 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 yep we we cut an hour and 10 minute video explaining how bad the three of them were and wow so a tune is a melody it says here a melody is a sequence of single notes that is musically satisfying so I guess technically a tap will have a note to it, probably in some way. So I guess if you're tap dancing, that is a melody, right? So you could dance a merry tune if you're tap dancing. If you're a tap dancer, there we go. We yeah. solved it. Could you? So there's always going to be at least some noise whenever you dance as you move around, assuming you take a step, you know, steps. So pretty much all dances. We've had this conversation before, though, that noise and oh. music, that there is, that there, there has to be a distinction between the two. So can you cannot create a melody accidentally? I I wouldn't say that. Um, I, I guess it would be that there is a difference between just noise and, hmm, actually, oh. that's, that's, uh, yeah, you give me the big is thing like, right now. I'm, I'm struggling. Is this yeah. like art? Right, because I'm in the camp when it well, comes. Well, noise to could be art for sure. Yeah, like not to tangent into the art. I mean, what a sound design! That's that's an artistic uh, thing to do, and it's it's you're just trying to make noises that sound like real things. So does that? So when it comes to sound design, if you are sound designing like sound effects, that wouldn't be music. It wouldn't be mel because melody is a real thing here. So. Yeah. And again, the the melody here, this is the definition from whatever this is, Oxford languages or whatever, a sequence of single note. And I'm, I don't want to do argument from authority here or anything like that. I'll just, we'll just run with this for now. If you have an issue with it, let me know. Um, a sequence of single notes that is musically satisfying. So that is a that's a definition that's based on one's subjective takeaway from the thing. Right. Mm hmm. So you can have a sequence of single notes, that's objective. But then we have the that is musically satisfying at the end there, and that complicates things. Or in a sense, it makes it quite easy. I'm not sure I don't have an answer on that one. All I think. right. Then. <clears throat> he would have told Wenwu about the evil monster trapped in her dimension that promises you whatever you desire. And how that thing that it's promising is a lie, and that's just the monster's cry. That would okay, be. A th I don't know what happened with Watch Together, but I guess it's a new thing now that whenever we pause for a while and we started back up, I get like two skips, like guaranteed. Oh, that. 
really that fucking annoying. Sometimes, because like I have to rewind us every stuff. time because it's too. They're too too. They are two chunks and they are too big to uh, not reset. Because I don't know what he's saying. All right, because yeah, we were at twelve thirty-seven. You kind of figure uh, at some point in their at least eight-year relationship, Lee would have told Wenwu about the evil monster trapped in her dimension that promises you whatever you desire most. Man, I didn't fucking think about that. <laughs> like, that I guess true. she had no reason to tell him. That. But then again, there's no reason nah, not to tell him. It would have come up. It would have come up. So we'll just you be guys like doing that mystical garden. I guess she just doesn't want. You could argue she doesn't want to tell him absolutely anything about what goes beyond that, or even what that there's kind of a there's a gateway. They have then. What kind of relationship is that? Well, well that's what Doom already highlighted. Yeah, that's what he said already. <laughs> yeah. um, but it makes no sense. If if they've decided that that's she's told him nothing, then I guess she told him nothing. Wow. I know. Okay. <laughs> Remember, an entirely believable, strong love bond of no, <laughs> I tell you nothing. We just have the sex. It's like okay. Checks out. That thing that it's promising is a lie, and that's just the monster's cries for help. A fun convo. Even if she's not saying, hey, if I die, watch out for this. Do you guys say convo? I yeah. rarely say convo. I think I've said it, but very rarely, yeah. I, I have, yeah. I think I say it ironically, mainly. Okay. Yeah. I'll be, yeah. I'll be the lame one. I've said it sincerely. Wow. Oh, boy. Oh Get out of here. What a <laughs> This. I know what's interesting about my village. We have a monster tied up that lies to you. But maybe Wenwu is just a bad listener. I don't know. Either way, Wenwu's love for his wife was corrupt. Oh yeah, I forgot about that time my wife told me about the her secret village in a magical realm where they have a, a fucking Cthulhu monster chained up in a, behind a fucking dragon door that's trying to take over the world. I just forgot about it. A lot of people know about my monster. What? Um... Do we ever find out why he has a, a wall with water going through it that can be magically used to create a map? No. Nope. No. Okay. It, it, it seems like it has something to do with his uh, uh, Yang Li, because she has the necklaces that like activate it. Is that a Ten Rings thing? So No, it's he, different from the Ten Rings. Well, here's the thing. If it wasn't a part of the Ten Rings, surely he would be curious where it's... like. So there, so I guess this is magic that exists outside of the Ten Rings that he's aware of. And outside of the dimension control. as well, because this is an hour world. So I don't get it. So he, so he, when Wu can control this? No, you need the pendants to activate it. Wait, but it makes no sense because it's a map guiding you into a, like a magical yeah. other realm. Why, like, how? Who built this and why? Yeah, who built that and why? Because it wouldn't it wouldn't be anybody from Tallow. Nope. Because fucking she'll marry him and still won't talk about it. <laughs> but he has this. It's like, hmm. How did okay. he get it? And like yeah, why, presumably this. Exactly. So it had to have been built while she was alive because she had the fucking pendants that activate it. And so, like, wouldn't she consider that a serious fucking problem? Well, okay, so my husband is still trying to get to my fucking magical realm that I've done everything in my power to keep him away from, and now he's building this fucking water map to try and figure out the combination also, to get into my, like, secret people's realm. Is Like, don't I need to destroy it? It is so ineffective compared to literally paper and pen. Yeah. Just draw yeah. the way. Instead, you have to memorize it from briefly seeing it from the pendants or whatever. Corrupt. Yeah. Like Shang-Chi, he was driven in the phone? wrong direction. Hmm? 
like you could take a photo with a phone, right? Like, oh, we got the pendants by the water wall. Well, yeah, I said now. when we we're talking about it, just, they should just hit record and they could record the entire thing. But they don't. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. It's totally fine. Wait. Wen Wu's love for his wife was corrupted. Like Shang-Chi, he was driven in the wrong direction by grief. Because this is a phase four... Wait, was Shang-Chi driven in the wrong direction? Uh, is he talking about no. when his dad directed him, or is he talking about when he went to become a valet? Because being a valet is perfectly valid. No, he, he ended up I completely well-adjusted. No, well, yeah, his, his life was fine until his dad ruined it. <laughs> like, again. Yeah, there were Marvel property and the theme of phase four appears to at least somewhat be grief yes because phase four is about grief there's not really anything in phase one two or three that could relate to grief i mean that's the meta theme well i'm just gonna go as far as saying that's just drama characters going through yeah. something that's tough and they grieve yeah because like the one you just recognize with sylvie that's just her being angry yeah so like <laughs> It's so I think it was Aristotle had like three different things that can happen in a story, and they're reversal, recognition, and suffering. Arch so this is like one of the three fundamental things that can happen. Well, in suffering story. is just a, it's yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> grief, trauma, challenge, adversity, kind of like fundamental. It's not. It's yeah, not really. Do I don't think that's saying suffering. Well, it's just yeah that. I, I, to say, oh well, there's grief. That's like a theme. It's like it's like saying that growth is a theme of story to, of like a particular yeah. phase. It's like, well, yeah, growth is typically a part of storytelling. Yes, but, but even then, growth is growth implies changing events over time. But grief is just like in isolation. It's just like an emotion. Again, the idea I, that uh, name an MCU grief. movie that doesn't have grief in it. Name a dramatic movie that doesn't have grief in it, of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a weird. I I feel like that's not even that can't be a a th can it be a theme? Just grief. That's like it's Abs almost like I would say it absolutely could be a theme. You, it's just that um, you would go on to explain it more thoroughly than simply saying grief. Yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah, it's like what's Probably. the theme of this? Red. Yeah, I mean, like, like yeah. yeah, it needs to you be more specific. You could imagine different forms of grief or different catalysts for grief or whatever and having different characters going through grief in different ways and it affects them differently. I mean, yeah, yeah like you can lighter and darker paths or something. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, that, that just really threw, felt like he threw that in randomly and it was like, yeah, okay. And then the third Wenwu might be the best villain. Okay. He hits all of the good antagonist boxes. Most importantly, he has something to teach Shang-Chi. And the film threw so is that what an is important? He, what is he is teaching a, aside from how to assassinate? Is that an important villain box that they have something to teach the protagonist? Yeah. Wait. What? Apparently. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting one. Usually. Uh, what, hmm. what, what did Sauron teach us? <laughs> right. That's my immediate thought. It's <laughs> like a lot of the time that there is value in unity. <laughs> like, <it> just... <laughs> It's like, well, he didn't really teach that to us. We sort of learned that. It's like, shut up. He taught us. But that bit, okay, so he, I guess he's kind of a shit villain. Uh, what the Emperor teach Luke? By force, trying to tempt him to the dark side, he taught Luke not to go to the dark side. I mean, it's, it's kind of irrelevant if they have some sort of a lesson, if, like, the opposite is, is the effect. I mean, like, if, like, they're trying to teach you how to be evil and you don't be evil, then it's like, are we really going to focus on the lesson they were trying to teach? They were totally ineffective. 
I don't. I just don't think it's a necessary component. It's a thing you can highlight as a cool element or layer to the dyna dynamic. But to say like that's why he's the best villain is like why did you oh value my God. that? Just imagine being in a writer's room and you're like shopping a script and you're like, but wait, the villain isn't teaching the hero anything. <laughs> well, and it's and like, okay. we'll wait for his justification in a sec. But I wonder if he's going to draw a line between having an actual point and then teaching the character directly something that they end up using. Or you just force them to learn something by how you having existed and provided them an obstacle. Yeah. Like, like there's gotta be a difference there. Through Michelle spells this out pretty clearly. Wen Wu believes in family above all else, and he's willing to uh, what? get it. And Shang-Chi is on the that other side of that a, spectrum. That is, is it, When Wu believes a, in family above all else, Shang-Chi is on the opposite side of that spectrum. I'm already confused. He value he doesn't value family at all. Zhang Chi values his family. You're, we're talking about that's someone the who opposite side of the spectrum is that you don't care about family at all. It's the, it's yeah. the last thing you care about. Like we we're talking about someone who like didn't have a family and just spent thousands of years overthrowing governments and seeking power, right? Yeah. Wait, wait Zhang Chi went to to try and save his sister the second that he thought she was in danger. Exactly. That's what. The, so that's what I was gonna. Say. There's two things to counter. It's like so. Wen Wu for the most of his existence was about power, then family, yeah. and then um, his wife specifically to try and rebind the family. I guess. And it's like he's saying Shang Chi's gonna learn from Wen Wu to value family. Is is that where he's going with this? Because man, he wants. He feels guilty for leaving Shaoling behind and for doing nothing when his mom was killed, and he hates his father for him to kill the leader of the Iron Clan. So Shang-Chi completely abandons his family. And in doing so, Shang-Chi throws the baby out with the bathwater. He gives up martial arts, and even after he comes back into the world of Kung Fu, Shang-Chi does not embrace the style that his mother taught him, perhaps because he wants to create some distance from the most traumatic moment of his life. I feel like this is pulling de disparate pieces together in hopes of creating a through line instead of How does Shang-Chi teach himself to bend air? Well, it's almost like he's saying that that's something that he stopped learning how to do because he didn't want anything to do with his past or whatever. Uh. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't get this impression. It's kind of hard to argue this when he was like fully motivated by the idea of his sister being in danger. He just must have used the wrong words to convey a point because what he's, yeah, what he's saying with the opposite and, doesn't make sense. And like, I don't think that ties into Wen Wu, it, 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 and other than Wen Wu putting the sister in danger. But like, again, how does that, like, uh, oh, weird... do I need to? I forgot. I haven't done the obligatory. Where Wu? How Wu? Why Wu? I'm pretty okay. sure you did do that. No, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm saying. It's it's done. We got it. Not this stream. That's the thing. And the other streams, yes, but I forgot to do it this time. It's it's done, so we don't have to worry about it anymore. It's all finished. Don't stress. Taken care I, of. So I I just have to ask, what are the other videos doing that make them so much worse? Because I feel like <laughs> this is, okay, there's two things that are going. I on have here. the other question. Like, just go watch us on at ninety three. That's all you got to do. I I I will. But this is making an incredibly weak case okay. and. To and it's an making example, a lot of claims that are objectively false. You, um, you're familiar with Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. One of the points he makes is that it's, um, it felt really out of character when Gimli said that he hopes Frodo and Sam die. Wait, when did he say that? That's a really great question yeah. you asked right there. Oh, this, yeah. I think 
This is again the EFAP curve. This film, or not this film, this video is. I mean, it's up there. This is one of the better ones. Certainly one of the better ones we've seen in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, so right. there's an EFAP into the right industry. Which uh, let's let's go to EFAP.me. Is the Hall of Fame right? We covered a really bad one not a, not a not long ago at all. Uh, Ooh, let me double Hall of check. Fame. So there are three quotes that are that are in the whole EFAP Hall of Fame right now. And uh, they are delivered genuinely in terms of a response to criticism. Uh, or, or rather, you, you just heard one of them. Another one is, pretend the thing that you, you didn't like was something you wanted and then see how you feel. That was an argument someone made. It's just top-notch video making. And then, of course... Wait, wait, so like, so like something dog shit happens in a movie and you decide, but like, what if you wanted it to be dog shit? <laughs> that's not quite how he said it but yeah if, if palpatine returning annoys you pretend it's something you want and then see how you feel oh that's wow <laughs> okay uh... i mean the last uh, the last efap we had we covered cinema wins classic that one was that one was bad it was very annoying that's mm -hmm. for certain that one was um yeah that was awful it was really bad is it very low scorer. Um, that was not a fun experience. Make a fucking point. It just kept saying things, cinema things. For that, it was we colored uh, Colin Sanders, his uh, Zack Snyder, uh, Snyderverse stuff. Mm -hmm. Then had yeah. Then it's one fifty essentially, and we covered the Grace Randolph video on oh, one fifty. Grace Randolph's video. That was something. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we've we had, we had some. Uh, this this really almost this is downright fine. Like I said, this video is fine compared to some of the shit we've heard. Yeah, this one's bearable. Mm-hmm. You can ask questions about this one and try and you know. Yeah, it's coherent. Caught him perhaps because he wants to create some distance from the most traumatic moment of his life, but. Shang-Chi needs to reconcile his issues with his family to reach his... So he doesn't have any issues with his family, really. It's just Wenwu. You know what I'm saying? Does, like, he, like even, his does sister... he even have issues with Wenwu? Well, Wenwu shows up and he's like, hey, let's go have a picnic. Well, Wenwu like, right, sure. briefly says, I don't like you because you didn't defend your mum. And then I think Shang-Chi's just like, you were kind of an asshole in general. I think that's the... Because the... it's funny that he says issues with his family. Him and his sister literally have no issues... But they're like vaguely unaware of that because she's annoyed at him for abandoning her, quote unquote. And I guess I, you could I'm say just... like you could have done better looking after it, but at the same time, she has no idea what the context of it is. Yeah, there's just huge problems trying to put together character motivations and, and actions. <laughs> well, and then <laughs> you're like form a cohesive thing. Family, you're like who are we talking about? And it's like the dad and the sister. Um, it, it makes it sound like it's a lot more than that. And then you're like, what are his issues with the family? It's like, I mean, well, he doesn't have any issues with his sister. It's it's more just the dad had was a bit of a dick. And you're about to argue with what? He learned that he should embrace his family? No, but, but okay, but but here's here's a very serious problem, okay? If his dad was going to Tao Lo because he wanted to learn how to do airbending, there was no problem. He would have just followed him. And they, his him and his dad would have been cool. The only reason they had a falling out is because he was going to go, like, genocide them or something. Yeah, we didn't get enough like, on that too, and that's a scene we should have seen. I agree with a lot of other people on that one. Um, the his visiting the people who killed his mother. Yeah, that would have been quite a an emotional scene that probably would have given us a lot, but never mind. 
It's also weird that like the dad goes in and murders them all. So presumably he knows where they are, but he can't find the leader. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, I thought it was that he did find them, but he wanted his son to kill them. Ah, okay. I don't remember. Mm. You might be right. He needs to engage with the memory of his mother. In stark contrast, to whose big issue... Does it feel like the film made a big deal that he's blocking the memory of his mother because it reminds him of sort of a harsh no, history? I, I just don't... Because no. I might have missed something, but I just don't remember that. Nope. ...memory of his mother. In stark contrast to Wen Wu, whose big issue is his inability to let Lee go. He can't accept her death either. Now, could these guys both benefit from a healthy dose of therapy? Yes, but in Shang-Chi's case, he'll have to settle for his aunt telling him that he is a product of everyone that came before him, his mother and his father. Shang-Chi seems if he wants to move right. forward, that he needs to embrace- He's perfectly well-adjusted. Well He's a very normal guy. Yeah, I don't think he doesn't seem to be therapy at all. Or at least acknowledge- therapy. They seem to be acting- To be honest with you, we went over normally? this, right? He's too normal because he had like a history of just being brought up to kill True. people. Yeah. Yeah. Just like fucking yeah. Elena. And like if if this if I had just been shown a movie and not been giving it any background and there wasn't like a Marvel thing at the start, the start of the movie could have just been the start of a romantic comedy. I would just thought they were I just would have thought he was completely normal. Oh, you mean between him and Aquafina? Yeah, just the whole like normal Yeah, Adam Sandler then... could play both roles. <laughs> Adam Fina. Oh, no. His history creates something new. Sure, Shang-Chi is not breaking all that much new ground, but a villain with a fun power set, a reasonable motivation, and who can act as a clear <laughs> foil to our hero is clear about as much as you can ask for. Wait, that's, uh, about as, evil. that's about as much as you can ask for? <laughs> I like how he's just settled in a position of, come on, guys, it's going to be shit. Like, like, go, about as much as you can ask for? I mean, like we had like uh, what fifteen movies building up to like a a blue fucking or, or purple. purple super guy <laughs> with a fucking gauntlet with like these magical stones for that can like bend time and space. There's a lot more you could ask for in a villain than this random fucking dude with some rings we don't understand <laughs> and these terrible character relationships trying to do something we don't get. Like what? Well, yeah, I don't think it's particularly well done on either three of the points complimenting him. It's kind of weird as well to be like, he's one of the best villains because I like his weaponry. Like, I, I'm not saying that should be discounted, but it just feels weird compared to, like, a character assessment. I like his yeah. rings. You're like, okay. All right. It's a shame they aren't attached to, you know. <laughs> I feel like character. if ever I was trying to compliment Iron Man's suit and capabilities in relation to the character, I would try and comment on how they were choices he made, like, as part of the suit. Uh, and it, 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 I don't know, it, it's cohesive with his history, and uh, it's almost like a constant um, redemption for, for all of the damage his weapons had done prior, now being directed by him at the people responsible for the most pain in the world right now. Like, I try and relate to that way instead of simply saying, like, I just like the rockets come out and go boom. Yeah, but boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom make explodey sound. For me, Wenwu is all of those things tied up in a beautiful Tony Leung bow. Okay. Tony what bow? And there are so He's a Tony, Tony Leung. Leung, that's his name. Oh, <laughs> so many. It's not an elegant. For a second there, I, w I was, my brain was on two tracks of like, totally what? And then I was like, oh, you said Tony Leon, okay. Yeah, that's why I was like, totally what, Bo? Like, it's like, no, Tony Leon.
in Shang-Chi comics that you can read that explore the relationship between Zhang Zhu and Shang-Chi. The recent run of Shang-Chi does this really well, even though Zhang Zhu is this dead music. throughout it. And yeah, this music feels weird as fuck, but it's... Okay. And there's another Shang-Chi comic that a lot of people I talk to haven't read. I consider it kind of a... Wait, are there two tracks at once? It sounds like that. That's one of the things that it, it stands out to me. It's almost like there's like a beat, and then there's like yeah. the orchestral thing. And like then a there's celebratory like a victory track, plus a, yeah, like a, just a little drum beat in the background. If you listen to that, it does sound like this. I don't know if they're supposed to be together or not. The recent run of Shang-Chi does this really well, even though Zhang Zhu is dead throughout it. And there's another Shang-Chi comic that a lot of people I talk to haven't read. I consider it. It's a, it oh, is. I think I'm it is almost pointed it out. It's yeah. Yeah. Almost because sitting. I think there's it a two was, tracks. Yeah, it was synced up for a moment, but then it, w it got out of sync because they're not at the same like time signatures and everything. And it's like, yeah, uh, that. Uh, uh, hmm. Bizarre. You pointed it out. Yeah. Sounds funky. Kind of a hit. I talk about it in an extended version of this video oh, that you can no. find on Nebula. Oh, Nebula. she's in the MCU. If you aren't subscribed to Nebula, what there's Nebula? never been a better time to It's a streaming service that By the way, uh, I think pretty sure Pretty sure Cinema Wins created Nebula. Oh, heaps of people did. There's like tons of people who were involved in a lot. Well, but like I know loads of people promote them, but I'm pretty I could have sworn he's the one of the people who like was the initial creator of the site. Um, yeah, but the, again, there there were a lot of initial creators listed. I'm pretty sure. Let me let me take a look. See, you might be right. Yeah, maybe. Well, I'm not um, sure. That is based on a distant memory, so it could be wrong. Um, well, there are a lot of people on there because there's like, um, Wendover, uh, Lindsay Ellis is on there. Good old Patrick um, Williams. Yeah. Uh, extra credits. <laughs> Old favorites of ours. Anyone good? No. I like Wendover. <laughs> Fine. Oh, oh, him. I I don't I don't know who that is. I just heard the. Oh, uh, he like just sort of videos talking about. I was about. making like a like a joke. Ah, like, oh, I, you I, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Yes. Yeah, Real life lore is on that too. Yeah, there's a bunch of people on. Legally. Holy shit! What the hell? We got. Three minutes of video left, and we're in the ads. Well, it's it's wow. it, well because he was saying that there's an extended version of this which you can find on a. Well, yeah, but there. does it take three minutes to say this? Like, what's going to happen? Why not? Um, uh... yeah, but maybe the last minute is uh like Patreon. Hey, thanks. I the video is over. Like, is what I'm is what I'm is guessing that, that we're done. Is it? Is it and over? It's, uh, just the ad. I mean, now. I could be done with it. Well, we let's uh, let's see if, if it gets into like a Patreon or whatever. We we we. we not, I'm just curious what else he says about Nebula. We've got let's so see. many cool originals that Whoa. I have been a part of, and I put all of my videos up on Nebula early Whoa. with a little bonus content at the end. We call it Nebula Plus. Any video that has that little plus sign next to the runtime means that video has a Nebula Plus segment for me at the end of the video. I, I, know. I don't like this. Well, I don't like the idea of. Yeah. I want all content to be available to as many people as can I want as many people to see all that I worked for like I don't want to say but, all right now I worked on a lot of this so I want you to go to this site so that you can get the part that isn't on YouTube I guess the problem is that there there has to be some level of acknowledgement that well it's not really a problem it's more just that like this is probably effective 
Um, if there's stuff oh, I'm, I'm sure it's effective. Else. Everyone's told me it's yeah. effective, yeah, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, sure. I mean, it's, of course, whether or not it, it's effective doesn't shouldn't dictate whether or not you do it. Dude, it feels so um, odd, though. Like, if I could afford Nebula Plus and you couldn't, and we both loved a creator on there, and, like, every video comes out, I'm just like, oh, man, that extra minute was so good. You're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if only the peasants could see <laughs> Nando the way I do. They're like, Friggy, I can share my screen if you want to see that extra minute. You're like, yeah, I guess so. Like, thanks. <laughs> I'll shake it There's off with the door. Differently. There's an extra three or four, sometimes even ten minutes of content related Jeez. to the wow. Not but these videos are like Nebula 20 Plus minutes at max. That's yeah, so that half the video. Sometimes, exactly. Sometimes there's like 40% extra content by the sounds of it. Mm -hmm. The first reason this book is cool is because I find these books a lot of fun. Oh, if you look, spend the whole them. book just looking at all the characters and getting, oh. who is that supposed to be? Tease Some are very odd. What you're going to get. All <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. You're missing out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, is what you get on Nebula Plus. <laughs> oh, we both did it. This is a, this is like a this is like a like a cringe face. Yeah, dude, this is a perfect <laughs> emote. Like it's a perfect emote. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's like cringe, but it's also like there, there's been damage done to like your soul. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, not just cringe. Uh, it's, it's, I'm cringing. also traumatized. Get out of here. Get out like, of here, I'm, please. I'm cringing, but I'm also concerned for you at this point. The cringe is so bad, I'm worried for you. <laughs> it's... This is going to be one of those moments you think about when you're trying to go to sleep in 20 years. <laughs> you can't remember what oh it's from. I, all I see is his face. Everywhere. I can't. I can't get it away. It's, it haunts my nightmares. Who is this? Who is this crazy old white guy with the red eyes who's just cringing at me all the time? Is this me in the future? Is this a negaverse version of myself? I don't. Horrifying. Uh... This, this, this just like screams to be an emote. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. Mon's in the yeah Discord. Fucking make it happen. Do it. So we did it. Did That's it. that video, I guess. What do you mean? Yeah. It's uh, there's still more to go though. Is there? I mean, we, we we just to be fair, we just found a like a, a really good. Yeah, that could at the be. End. Yeah, let's see. All right, let's, fine. Let's <laughs> Some characters are just called Caliban or whatever. But there are other characters. That's a name. That's like saying, oh, this, this guy is just called yeah, Jeffrey. Yeah, look at what we it's just like... missed out on if we had <laughs> yeah. stopped. <laughs> yeah, this guy is just called Cal, but yeah. Like, uh, there are some people who are just called, like I said, Jeffrey, Andrew, Stephen. Well, That's what a name is. And, th and this, this video is out well after Logan, where one of the main characters is called Caliban from a comic book movie. So, of course, you might even have to account for people being like, oh, is it that Caliban? Mm-hmm. I guess. There's, like, this henchman who's apparently supposed to be a version of Taskmaster, which makes sense because you can get a takeover, different fighting style. Ooh, look at my head. We have partnered with this video's sponsor, Curiosity Stream. Wow, a double! For a bundle that gets you a... Oh, maybe Curiosity Stream is the one nervous. that's more connected to CinemaSins. Win, sorry. I don't know. Are you sure about that? I could have... So the memory I have... Is a, is a documentary I might have been tricked. You might be right. Because, like, I, I, I could have sworn he said, like created like the specific word was created not like we're a part of it yeah but a lot of them say that they created it because it's meant to be some sort of joint venture, right i believe like There's like a bunch of people to make it feel like it. a big community came together to make this but wonderful of course, thing somebody somebody owns it 
Like somebody somewhere yeah. owns the company. Or maybe they all do. Here of documentaries on things like science and nature. Whoa. There's even documentaries about bridges, like the world of bridges. Talk about China. They have their wind and rain bridges, and there's a documentary about that how those a crazy are looking oh, bridge right there. I kind of like it a lot. It's gorgeous. <laughs> cool looking bridge. That's a really cool looking bridge. It's a cool bridge. Best thing in the video so far, I'd say. Yeah. As long as the, as long as that bridge isn't gay, we should be okay. Uh, well. If it if it has its sleeves rolled up, <laughs> better hope not. The culture <laughs> and the history, how they weren't built with. Oh look, it's Wenwu. That guy had his sleeves rolled up. Joints. Oh. It's very interesting. So if you want to get access to that bundle that includes Nebula and Curiosity Stream, a yearly subscription is only fifteen dollars. Now this beat is kind of popping in, in the background. I yeah, like I noticed this. that I like too. The music in the back. It's like that's, that's, a, that's, a, kind of, that's a little awkward to have that be the description of yourself. Your favorite smart indie video creator. You know what I mean? Like, describe them as intellectual. Said, hey, go check out my channel, my smart channel by me, a smart person. It's like, is that not a little cringe? Yeah. It would be like putting cringe. It would be like putting that you're an intellectual film reviewer into your banner, you know? <laughs> you wouldn't want to do that. Hold on, I'm going to update my, my Twitter your profile. Favorite smart indie video creators? Uh, if you Hold say on, okay. so. You said your favorite smart intellectual. Yep. You just, you know, make sure they don't miss. Film reviewer. All right, let's update. Yeah, let's get this going. Not right. only support your favorite creators, but it also means you don't need to watch sponsor reads and you get to see exclusive Nebula Plus content. The link is in the video description. It is curiositystream.com slash movies. Go check it out. We still got a minute and a half. As always, got to say, yeah, there, there we go. Everyone yeah. continue yeah. to support there the channel go. on Patreon. Man, you guys all right, are we did it. Let's, let's see. We have it's still going, it's still going. God, what's wrong? Well, with it's you a people? minute, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the updated Twitter bio. <laughs> Your favorite smart intellectual film reviewer. Ignore the double post, it's just easier for me to put it on screen. There you go. Your one stop shop for smart intellectual film reviewing. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah, so that was that was by it. Like, it was, yeah. Yeah, and it looks like we won't have enough time for his other video because we're already at four hours and twenty minutes. So, Christ, that's unfortunate. What was his other video? Well, his other video was more so something that I'm expecting us to agree with, but the problem is you never know that's going to be the case. He basically, it's it, his audience didn't like the video, and it's him explaining the problems with what if. I guess the problem is we haven't. Yeah, and also we it took us like four and a half hours to do that. Like, yeah, that could be a <laughs> like whole thing. I don't know what to expect, so I think it might be worthwhile to start doing the supers. Alright, so eight hours of super chats? Uh well, you know, it, it'll just be however long it takes. Well, our yeah, average is eight hours. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, our average is eight hours. We've been going for about four and a half. So we still got yeah, at least three and a half hours to kill. Unless, or else people will get upset. Let's do the next video. <laughs> you gotta push Wait, those numbers what? up. Those are rookie numbers. But then how do we... Uh... Oh, well, I mean... We can start it at least, right? If well, we start, we're gonna Oh, no, no, no. I, I want to set a precedent here of being like, if we hit four hours, 20 minutes at the end of a video, I'm more than happy for us to do the, yeah. the Super Chats portion now. I'm happy to do the Super Chats portion. I'm totally well, happy to do Well, that. you know what, chat? Let it be known. 
let it be known that this uh, that's fine. It is fine. It's four and a half hours. Yeah, that's what, like, I, that's what I said. It's all right. Yeah, it's but good. you said it in a yeah. way that implied that it wasn't fine. Yeah, I'm happy to us, Frank. Happy. I'm happy. Why are you trying to along? This subversive all... element here, trying to subvert. Nope. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what a subverted person would say. Is no, that's right. It isn't at all. Yeah, or maybe it is. Okay. I wouldn't know. I'm not subversive. I don't know their ways. Is that how it works? You have to be one to know what one is. If I am being subversive, it is totally coincidental, which it isn't, because I'm not okay. being subversive. Oh, all right. Not me. I'm I'm very happy with us uh, doing whatever it is that you'd like us to do. We are united uh, here on the EFAP podcast. All four of us. Why? Wait. What? Did, what does Doomer think? Huh? About what? Uh, about what? What's the, what's our plan of action here? For the podcast, what's it? What's, oh, uh, I mean, what's, what do you think? Well, personally, if I was in charge, I would load up the extended Lord of the Rings trilogy and just start going through that. But, <laughs> but I, feel, I, go, I, I mean, think we might copyright, have issues copyright yeah, wise. Yeah. That's the thing. That's <laughs> the kidding. thing. It's, it's a copyright issue. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I was, I was on board right up until the copyright. Yeah. Yeah. Barring that, what's your second? Uh, what's your second choice? If if maybe. If our like if we were gonna go eat someplace and maybe I don't know BJ's was closed or whatnot, where where are we going? What's uh what's the plan here? Where 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 should we go out to eat? No, I'm like it like what's your second option for the podcast uh, plan plannery? I, what's I don't know. Angle of attack here. Talk about something that's interesting, or talk about a movie, or talk about super chats, or play another video. I mean, those are all fine. <laughs> it's really yeah, weird to great. like give you direction. Um, yeah. Yeah, two against one, good. then. Sweet. What? No, I'm fine with all of those. Uh, those sound great. You keep saying that you're fine with them. Because he said both of our suggestions, let it be known. He threw out a lot of stuff, and both of our Wait, uh, first picks now, were encountered. Whose side are you on, Crazy Doggo? I, I think he's Me? being subversive. Yeah, I think so. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm on the side of... I'm on the side of justice. I'm a big fan of justice. God, you're um, such a Whedon oh, fanboy talking about this shitty listen. movie. Well, well, yeah, but that wasn't in the Zack Snyder one, was it? No, no, it's not, oh, Superman is me. not a fan of justice in Snyder's the, version. The one thing in like the whole goddamn movie that sounds like, oh, hey, that's like Superman. He took it out. Well, it was never there. It's something that Joss added, I guess. Isn't it? Uh, oh yeah, I suppose. Oh so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm down to we can go through super chats as many as you want Very until there well. are zero left. Maybe. Well, it would be neat wow. if we can get through Weird. today's ones. You know, that'd be that'd be swell. Yeah, we can pull that off. We can pull that off. I'll be fantastic. So I'm gonna get started. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm 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 ready. I right. am. Well, tell you what. Before you start, let me go ahead and top off my beverage, and I will uh, return. I will return shortly. Not directly. Directly means immediately. I will return in a little bit. Sure. Directly there means immediately? I thought directly just meant, you know, like, in a way that doesn't involve, uh, you know, like a straight line. Mm. Uh, yes. I mean, it's, it's clearly Rags has been losing his mind today. If you look at his little icon, he's like, yeah. his eyes are all fucked. I think he fell <laughs> headfirst into the pumpkin. And got out of it like, eh. and then it so his, some brain damage. Yeah, his his rag's not seen Shang Chi. No, uh, no, but he's had the whole film described to him. 
<laughs> that poor guy. Again, probably the, what happened to him was that. The damage done. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's like that's like me in The Last Jedi. I've never seen it, but I've seen your review of it, so... Yeah, um, I think Az said he's never gonna watch uh, Rise of Skywalker, but he's seen my review. It's like, yeah, it's, it's painful. <laughs> yeah. The review, less so, but still. Yeah. Alrighty. Lord Longbone of Mubslington Abbey. Have you given any more thought to a Kong Fap of Peter Jackson's Long Kong? When there's less going on, it'd be a movie fap for the ages. P.S. Oh wait, I'll read that once Rangs is back, but uh... Yeah, yes. Thought is being given. Thought shall come. And a recording of such a movie shall be a thing. This one says Angry Super Chat 9. So, I guess they're just gonna keep counting up, see what happens. One's getting terrifying to think about. Hey Mauler, started watching your videos like last year and I saw your Dark Descent vs. Machine for Pigs video and honestly it's really inspiring to me. Hey. That's my, um, oh my oldest, like, I guess, I don't know what you call it, but a, a new format of review. Where I was like, it's time to take a lot more time. I'm back. Hello, Rakes. That's it. Food poisoning from that chicken. No, it has been uh, that chicken, chicken that you were very loudly eating. Yeah. No, the yeah. thing is, see, I accidentally my when I made it, I I baked it and you, you, yeah, you made it. I over. No, I overcooked it. That's the thing. It, it's a bit oh, overcooked. No. My timer. Wow. I set it for about. I put it oven two breasts right, uh, four fifty degrees. I set it for about thirty minutes, and I was going to check it. But the dinger didn't go off for whatever reason. Very surprising. So it ended up being longer than that. It wasn't burnt, but it was just overdone. So I mean, I bad. guess you'd rather of all of the meats, right? You don't want to overcook. You don't want to undercook chicken. That's true. You don't. Um, but yeah. generally, I like me so my like me a juicy chicken. And, oh um, yeah, um, that was but, one of the revelations uh, yeah. I learned. Like when I was getting older, it's like man, like. You kind of lose something sometimes when it's like well done. Oh yeah, I don't like yeah well done meats. I, I don't well like done. them. I like yeah. um I like them as raw as I could eat them generally. Um, um I, I don't know if I'd agree with that. With... For me, but uh I definitely prefer a little bit of red in there. Uh, like I like my my steaks, medium rare at most. Generally about medium rare. I'm I'm a big fan of huge fan of sushi. I love it. I love yeah, all great. that stuff. Love me uh, you know good raw sushi and stuff. I like me some juicy chicken, uh, all that sort of thing. So yeah, Ch Chad is making a compelling argument. The ideal way to cook chicken is to have your mom uh, cook it and deliver it like a song. Yeah, that's true. Br bring that's true. over the nuggies. That's essentially I top will... tier. Yeah, you and you can um, you can get away with overcooking like drumsticks more. They just retain, or at least they seem to for me, they just seem to retain, they just are better even if you cook them for longer. Um, and if you keep the skin on, it'll help to get the skin nice and crispy. Um, so it gives it a good kind of you know, crunch on the outside. But like just plain old breast where it's just pure white meat, you don't want to overcook those. There's just nothing, you, got, you, you definitely don't want to overcook those. And they're just not pleasant. And dear God, don't overcook a good tuna, because that stuff is crap if you overcook it. Seafood's just gross. What? No. Disgusting. No. Mahler, no. chastise him. <laughs> oh, no, I gotta do everything you hear. You can do it. No, we can't 
get it. We want you to do it too. Oh, I'm, I, since he's like a ghast, I'm going to try and provide a, a little bit of neutral ground. He's got two of the hosts coming after him already, you know? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take it, taking all comers. Mm. Oh, chat's, chat's saying kick, kick doomer, ban doomer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Seafood's delicious. It's it, it arguably the best food is seafood. Mm. I, I give I give a very controversial. So much, line. so much great variety. Everything, fish and different arthropods, and oh man, it's great. It, yeah, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of nice seafood. It tastes like it came from the ocean, though. It's gross. It smells. Yeah, that's, it's that's like slimy. one of the cool parts of it, is that it does taste like it came out of the ocean. Wait, well, cow, that's like saying a cow tastes like something out of the middle of a field. Came out of a field, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Oh, potatoes I, taste like something that grew in the dirt. Yeah, that, and that stuff tastes good. But, I mean, all, all so the fishy good, stuff. But... Okay. Okay. So, so the, what, so what yes. you're saying is the ocean tastes delicious? I'm saying I'm saying fuck the ocean. The ocean. Has a don't go to the ocean. Don't eat it. stuff in the ocean. Ocean's great. Go well, to set the ocean on fire for all I care. I don't eat seafood in the ocean. I I get it. It's from the ocean. Buy the it, it have get yourself a good. How how far was the ocean from you, Fringy? Not far. Like within an hour drive or. Oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely. I'll do you one better. I grew up in Florida and I hate seafood. Remember rags. This yeah, is but, well, yeah, that, well, there we go. You grew up in Florida. That explains that. This, this, what, yeah, why rags, does that explain not liking like, seafood? That you're wrong, hmm. and that something with something in the is that Florida just what water. The state of Florida is, is the wrong yes. state. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, guess, I guess there is just something wrong about Florida. The that Florida man hates seafood. It's a headline. Anyway, seafood's gross. Anyway, it's delicious. <laughs> Incredible variety, so good for you. Oh, look at that! I stopped the timer a half second before. I don't even know what that is actually. It's like a mil milliseconds there. Oh, look, Waluigi! Yay. Yeah, Waluigi oh, deserves the win. Um, hello, Wagsies. Squitches for the good boy. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, I've got uh, a couple people saying Dimmer's right. I'm oh, good and go. correct. Dimmer is very incorrect and wrong, and he is also fake and gay. Ooh. <laughs> well, I we'll have to write that down too. Um, and yeah, people are asking. I guess I should get it. I should get it done. So, hey Duma, without thinking about it too much, what's better, Christmas or Halloween? Halloween. Fuck yeah. That explains it after the seafood thing. I mean, I don't. Everyone has different opinions about everything, right, Rags? Yeah, I mean, I mean, our opinions are right though, and Rags is wrong. So. Mine is the correct opinion. All well, I certainly disagree that seafood's the best well. food. What what do you th what do you think the best food is? Seafood, seafood is, is your, what seafood is, your is inedible cuisine. <laughs> it is it is shockingly edible. It, it is it's the more edible than most foods. You could pluck it out of the ocean and eat it. Is that what defines how great a food is? Like no no the, he said he said it was which it's edible. No I was I was Wait, talking what? about his claim <laughs> that it was inedible, but in actuality. Fish, like all saltwater fish, eat it raw. Uh, sushi, you can eat it raw. It is very edible. Can I can I read a super chat because it's so based? Okay. It says, it says, normally I'm a simp for rags, but Doomer is correct about seafood. It's horrible and ugly and stinky, and all seafood are Nazis. From so Toxic Monger the Hateful Brood, who so is correct and base. First off, um. there's a few issues here. Why is of capitalized? I'm not sure. Already calling into question. It was the a stylistic of choice. The super chat. Already, stylistic that makes choice. it worse. He can't even claim ignorance then. 
And then at the end, all seafoods are Nazis. Not Nazis what? It's their what? It's their... I, I don't know. Where's that going? I'm not sure. I, 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 this is a very questionable super. Seafood is corrupted with the essence of Nazis. If you like seafood, you're a Nazi. I think Germany's a landlocked country. What, what does that have to do with anything? They, they'll import things. Why, why would Germans have that kind of control over the, the oceans or anything like that? It's, it's not like it's not like Chile. That has the, or Chile, depending on which side of the border you're okay, on. The ocean is um, Lebensraum. Would... They go take it. Well, that didn't work out well. <laughs> they gave it a go. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, good super chat. Yeah, well, any any particular reason why you prefer Halloween to Christmas, or was that just random? Oh, no. Um, I really hate gift-giving holidays. So, like, I in, in general, I'm really negative about holidays. Halloween's one of the few ones that makes sense to me. Hmm, makes sense. Like, 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 for example, like, Valentine's Day is so weird to me. Like, shouldn't you be just be doing those things, like, all the time? Like, why would there need to be a special day for, like, being nice to your significant other, right? It's so weird. But like Halloween's but, cool. The, you have to like have a party and dress up. It's not the only time you're nice to your significant other. It just draws. <laughs> it's a special time to just be to extra draw attention to them and to be extra romantic to just remind you of that sort of thing. And it's nice to have a day where that's something that you could put really at the forefront more than other days. And and I think that's totally fine. Yeah. That's like saying that you should be, you should only be generous on Christmas or something. I think that's part of his point. Yeah, that's that's part of my point. Is like I I really I really dislike mandatory gift giving holidays. Basically all of them. You know it's not mandatory. I mean, I'd say it's socially uh, mandatory if if the I would family's say it engaging is with it. Socially mandatory, definitely. Like you can't be the one asshole who doesn't <laughs> get anybody anything. That's not gonna go. Or I guess well you for can, you. but it's just yeah, it's not gonna be great for you. I've, I've, as long I've as been, I've been like trying, I've been trying well, to opt out of Christmas for like ten years, and it's still not going well. You <laughs> well, still get drugged back the thing, into it. If you if you really like your family, then wouldn't you want to give them little uh, gifts? Now and the goalposts have moved. And if you hate them, and if you hate your family, then it doesn't matter if you don't give them anything because they is, hate you anyway. This is the whole. This is the whole thing. Is that if I see something that someone's going to like, I already am going to buy it for them. But why should I take it, buy it, stow it away, and it's like, oh well, I have a gift, but I'm going to keep it secret. I'm going to keep it safe until it's a special, special day when I have to give it. You have fun like, with the wrapping, and it doesn't have to be expensive. Hey, you have fun with the wrapping. It's fun. I'm a terrible rapper. It's actually, like it's, it's actually, I have fun doing it because of how shit mine is. Mine is, mine is distinguishingly crappy compared to everyone else. The rest of my family are like, like assembly line robots when it comes to rapping. It looks perfect, and mine is just. I just I, I I don't know how they do it. It's my rapping's very good. So my rapping is very good, and I fucking hate Christmas. So <laughs> I have no excuse. You should have a lot of. Well, I'm a Halloweener at heart. You know, uh, I'm just a good at Christmas as well. Yeah, Halloween is clearly superior because Halloween is a holiday that should exist. Wait, is it wait? Are we gonna go with the? Is it is it uh, good that you're? It's it's socially acceptable to give candy to strangers who come to your door wearing costumes. Well, you be, you, you can not uh, answer, not, and it's not going to change much of anything. I'm not particularly I mean, I, committed to that part of Halloween. I mean, I'm no. in my mid thirties. I haven't gone trick or treating for you know two decades. Well, if people come to your place, knock on the door in the costumes. Oh, I, well, I keep I keep the light off, sir. <laughs> I live in an there apartment complex. People don't come to my place. 
Yeah, mandatory candy giving. That's right, Brad. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm assuming that Mahler takes the uh, pro Halloween position and Rad takes Halloween. the Christmas position. I, like, October is my favorite month. It's a wonderful time of year with the sorts of variables and fun, crazy ideas and stuff. I find Christmas is a little bit more boring. Yeah. I mean, Christmas is the one I end up having to like celebrate because it just makes sense. Like, whatever it is that you're doing, it's easy to get time off around Christmas, or if you're in school, there'll be a break or whatever. So, yeah, that's I always end up going back home. Cool Last aspect of Christmas is that you actually get time off. I think they should take uh, Halloween. That's a good argument. And they yeah. should move Halloween to the last Friday or Saturday of October, not yes. have it always on like the 31st or whatever day. Yes. Um, so that because a lot of the times fact, if Halloween happens on a like a school night, well, that sucks. I got to go to work tomorrow or school tomorrow or something. That's shit. Yeah, make it a I Saturday so we can have EFAP streams on Halloween every time. Don't you often yeah. have uh, like Halloween parties that are not on the exact day? Well, that's what we'll be doing, but that's not preferable, you know? Yeah, but a yeah. lot of the, the trick or treaters and all that and a lot of the get togethers are on Halloween itself and it would be nice, especially for the kid. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a think of the children here, and I'm gonna say I want those kids to be able to like, enjoy their Halloween night with all the candy and the costumes and trick or treating and stuff without having to worry about being home and in bed by a reasonable hour because school's tomorrow. Wait, are are the are the mods censoring pro Christmas posts? Do you have like the most based mods on YouTube? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Thunder is pro uh, Christmas. I think James and Das are pro Halloween. I really don't see them. Uh, we don't suppress Christmas or Halloween, oh, okay? It's fine. And I know All Saints Day is the... Yeah, I get that, but screw that. Like, October isn't the eighth month. You know, we that we can move. We move that, so... <laughs> we, we move. We, we have the power to move a lot of things, guys. It'll be fine. We have got some power at our fingertips. So I'm fine with uh, departing from the Hallow's Eve thing. Uh, so that we could move it to a Friday or a Saturday. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a, there's actually another thing, annoying thing about Christmas is my birthday is nearby. So as a kid, I didn't really get two holidays. Christmas just sort of sucked up my birthday. Yeah, it'll That's do that. Reason. Yeah. I don't know if I like Halloween or Thanksgiving more, though, for me, because I like a lot about both of them. I think I would have that to lean might... Thanksgiving. That one might really come down to what the like your family does on those two holidays, potentially. Because yeah. if like for us, Thanksgiving is a big, it's a pretty big thing. It's not as big as Christmas, uh, but it's a, it's pretty big. So it's not a thing at all to... over in Britain. Also potentially yeah, true. You yeah. don't like Funny enough, is it... day right? We we also um, a lot of British people don't do anything for Halloween. I'm always just like, wow, disgusting creature. We don't do anything for Halloween over here. It's only recently that it, I remember as a kid I wanted to because I you know watched Simpsons and stuff like that, but nobody did Halloween stuff. Now it's kind of a thing, kind of, but not really. Is it is it normal for a Mario Party map to be this small? Um, they usually so this is the story mode. They're smaller. Um, boop, boop, boop. Happy Halloween, Mola. Fringy, I've hunted alligators in Florida. Can you hunt crocodiles in Australia? Uh, I don't know, actually. Uh, let me let me. Do you look mean like legally up. or? Yeah. Well, 
I mean, obviously, if you want to do it legally, <laughs> you can probably do a lot of things, but can you hunt crocodiles in Australia? I don't um, think you can legally hunt alligators a lot of the time. Apparently, there are... Okay, so crocodiles are protected. Um, they are protected, but you can do safaris. Mm, I don't like that, I don't think. Yeah, because um, generally the point of hunting is to either get populations to a, a more environmentally yeah. conscious level, or to thin out invasive species, or sure, you know, like, like there's these crocodiles are not invasive species. So yeah, and it, if it's like on like if it's a safari, and that's where like they're just supposed to be almost by quasi design to be hunted there, that's odd. Like here, but that's that's, that's if, how it, it goes, right? Like in a lot of places, people, rich tourists go to Africa and then they go on these safaris so they can kill like elephants and stuff. What if? Okay, let me. What if the funds that are used from safaris end up supporting and creating more of the animal than was killed? Um, I guess at that point it would just be like, well, if if that's the case, then that's. I guess a, a greater good situation, um, but is that the case? I'm sure you'll be like, can we not do this in any other way? <laughs> like, come well, on. Yeah. That would be the immediate thing, is like, surely we could actually increase their numbers while not also killing them. Like, well, yeah, they're, they're prepping their that. guns, they're all excited, that you're like, you guys, you guys, you're not doing this just because you have to, right? Like, no, no, it's because we have to. We have to do I this. guess it's just, yeah, like, I don't... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of like, especially when you're hunting like fucking, I, like when you see those pictures of people like, oh, I killed an elephant. Like, I, I don't know, yeah. am I meant to be impressed by that? That's that just makes me upset. Because yeah. it's, it's not. Some animals are like, like especially around here, deer are everywhere. It's just a deer. Yeah. They're, they're all over the place. They're like, if you don't, if you don't go out and kill a shitload every year, they starve to death in the winter. Like they're everywhere. Oh, it's God. like. Something. Yeah, like there's a lot. It's, it's. I mean, this is a state that's like eighty. That's like ninety nine point nine percent forest. So you gotta. It's a big thing here. It, deer hunting's a. Big well, I mean that thing. that was the problem that happened, right? Is that a lot of the uh, predatory species that used to live in North America, like a lot of them, just dead, or they're really far north now. So. Um. It's like there needs to be human attempts to control the population because the animals that used to do it don't exist in large numbers anymore uh, a lot of it might be due as well down to um, in a weird way I'm wondering how much because like there are deer in like the suburbs here and a right. lot of the urban areas and city limits they can get pretty wide and far out and you're not allowed to like shoot or hunt on city limits in the vast majority naturally, of circles. Naturally. You know, oh, you don't want to be wait, the Does the city being here, does it uh, does it legit give them a safe zone where they're, like, they don't have predators and we can't kill them? Oh, well, I mean, there are certain animals that, like, benefit greatly from cities. I mean, foxes, for instance. Raccoons? Uh, yeah, oh, raccoons, definitely. Beavers. They're, they're like, they're all, they're like possums everywhere 
Yeah, but raccoons are really cool. They like they can pick locks. I like possums too, is the case. I really like them both. Yeah, they're. I like possums. Um, possums. You always hear possums all around here. Wolves specifically used to be the main control. Yeah, that's what I thought. And it's like, and then there have been instances where they, you know, there were areas where the wolves were completely. The area was depopulated wolves, and then the deer were so plentiful that they destroyed the environment. And so they needed to reintroduce wolves to change the behavior of those deer. It's like a trophic cascade. So yeah, the, the answer to that question is apparently you can hunt crocodiles uh, in certain circumstances. I wonder if... I know how weird this sounds, but like... Uh, the satisfaction levels of hunting different things, I imagine with like deer, the element of you have to be quiet enough and careful enough that you can knock it out before it can start running from you. A crocodile, is the thrill of the hunt in the finding of the crocodile, or in- because once you find it, it's like- Maybe. It's almost, Assuming if you have a gun powerful enough, it's just done for, right? Yeah, I think they just use 22s to kill them, um, but you- I, I think you have, like, traps and stuff, you go around and you check gator traps, hmm. and then you go and you get the gator and you, you know, shoot it in the head and it dies, and that's that. You, you so you trap it and then you shoot it? Kind of, yeah, you leave traps for it, yeah. Feel like that's not even hunting at that point. Um, you don't have to guess, track yeah. it. It's just, it's yeah. just there. I guess. You gotta, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, it's in a sense, it's uh, yeah, in a sense. Though there's an aspect, there's an element too of because of an alligator and how it, how difficult they can be to find in terms of, it, like being in the water, finding them, being able to get to them. And if you spot a gator, a lot of, it's like it's very difficult to kill it because if it if it's floating on the surface, you have to get close enough to it to get enough of a downward angle to actually shoot it anyway. So it's like if I wonder like how if you didn't trap them, it must be really difficult to hunt them, especially because of how dangerous they could be. And they got mm -hmm. like bag limits stuff on gators i know with those those like gator hunting shows they have on what used to be the history channel um they have like they're only i think they're only allowed to catch a certain amount and stuff like that like it's like almost all hunting it's you can only take a certain amount of deer hunting is that way and like when you go shooting birds you can only have shotguns that have you know a certain amount of shells inside so you can't just wipe out the fucking flock and things of that nature and you I mean, have uh... like limit and stuff. A lot of people are upset by you discounting trapping as a form of hunting, Fringy. Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't know shit about hunting, so, yeah. I, yeah, I, I understand what Fringy said. It's, it's kind of like, is fishing hunting? Uh, in a way, yes, but not in, like, hunting. I guess, you know? I guess if the, if the broad definition of hunting is, like, acquiring an animal, or, or acquiring anything that doesn't necessarily want to be caught, yeah, then trapping would be hunting, I guess. Trapping is a, it's an actual also, thing, like, beat trapping. It's um, not, it's not even hunting, it's called trapping. By the way, Rags, it's, uh, just, just so you have awareness of it. Uh, we can prove it by having you both speak at the same time, but Discord's fucking you over today. Oh. oh yep. Told you it wasn't gone. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can believe it's not gone. It's way better. Um, it just, it just knocks you out. Uh... Like, the definition of hunting is the activity of hunting. Okay, that's awesome. That's not a helpful definition. Hunting is the activity of hunting wild animals. Well, someone said that by yeah. your logic, we discount fishing as a form of hunting, and it's just like, I don't think I've ever thought of fishing as hunting. 
but I guess it is. I've never thought of it as that, but yeah. yeah. Generally, when people, and if it gets too bad, let me know, because I'm fiddling with settings until I get something that maybe helps. Um, I'm not sure that there the is, time, honestly, a solution to it. It's just Discord being a cunt. Somebody loses. Yeah, there's always somebody yeah. who loses. When, can Fringy hear my voice when it does that? I can hear you. Yeah, but, so, uh, Rags, just start talking. Just about anything. Okay. All right, well... I'm fiddling with now some I'm going to interrupt here. him, and he's probably going to start fading yeah, away. Yeah, there you go. See, he's, he's just gone. Yeah, yeah you gone. Uh, it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, I've said it, it chooses different victims every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I did update like a bunch of stuff yesterday, so who knows if that played a part? But it you, generally um, isn't. Were you lost in the call today? I was before rags. But I think Duma was the last one in the call. Oh, there you go. I always wonder if it does it like that. Maybe Duma would get overspoken as well, I don't know. I hear him just fine, but I, I, it's probably not from my end anyway that that happens. It's when I listen back to it that mm -hmm. I hear it. Yeah, obviously, it, it's just a matter of hopefully we don't... We just have to avoid speaking at the same time as much as we can, basically. Do you have your yeah. voice button on Discord turned on? Do I have my what, sorry? Noise suppression. Um, where is it? It's in your voice and video settings. I can't. I don't think it'll let me check that right now because the OBS knocks out all of my options when I'm streaming. In terms of it, doesn't let me see them. Okay. But um, whatever the default is, that's probably what I've got. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Yay! Something to listen to while I pretend to work for my 12-hour shift. Hey. <laughs> you, you, I, I don't know if I told you guys before. I, I'm sure I've mentioned it, but it, it just always baffled me. Like um, when I did, uh, like call support, tech support in um, like a call center for a, a while. It was um, kind of a nightmare job, just constant problems and uh, trying to account for other people's. I say other people's mistakes, but usually they are accounting for other people's mistakes. It's like a long thing of mistakes, and someone calls you like, "Oh, my computer's still not working," and here's their um their form of, of, like, previous things, and it shows, like, seven entries from different call support people who are like, turn it off and on, installed blah blah blah, blah 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 blah, and you just have to read through it all and then try and figure out what the problem is. Point being, it's a nightmare. Before I went, entered the, the job market, I remember playing League of Legends back in the day, and I wanted, like, different people to play with if I was staying up late, and there was a guy who was a uh, brother of a friend who was, like, always playing it. I was like, oh, neat, I'll play with him, and, you know, got along well, had some fun. And uh, it was always around the same time, around like 12 midnight, I would call him and we'd jump into and play a few games, maybe until 2 or 3 a.m. And every time I was just like, um, you know, don't, don't like, isn't this stressful in terms of like, because we're doing it in the weekdays sometimes. And I'd just be like, you have to like get up for, you know, whatever and like a job or whatever. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, you know, just do you, how do you, it's surprising you have the time at this time of night to be able to do this sort of thing. He's like, no, I'm, I'm at work. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I'm at work. My job is tech support and nobody rings, so I just play games all day. I was like, oh man. Like, well, okay. that's, uh, that's a blessed get... life, I guess. Oh, he really does play support then. He told me that um, at some point, because it's, it's a team game, that he, you know, I have to take the risk of playing with him that he could get called at any point and he'd have to leave the game. And over the right. all the time I played with him, it never happened. Wow, that's uh, jeez. Yeah, and so so there are some jobs out there where you could just 
do anything. <laughs> I guess it's just like, wow. I think you have to kind of look out for that sort of thing. Well, I guess luck out, or maybe it's really boring, who knows. Well, I'm sure you'd agree, like, if you were getting paid by the hour for a job where you just play video games on Steam. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if anything, yeah. it's an excuse to go through your library, isn't it? Yeah, of course. You'd have all the time in the world. Eats a player. Let's throw that over here. <laughs> Bringing any plans to stream Metroid Dread when it releases? I'd love to see that. Um, I, I think I'd like to do that, yeah, and that's that's uh that's coming out next week, so it might be that beforehand I'll just double check, make sure that stream stuff works for uh for Twitch. <laughs> Jay just yeah, said that, he, that might be on the cards. Jay said he almost worked as hard as his son. <laughs> it's true. He's <laughs> still gonna put effort into the video game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh but yeah, Metroid Dread, that's gonna be a... I, I would even tune into you playing that, Fringy. Even I, oh someone who never watches oh, your streams. Oh, even you. Oh, right. Even me. I Alright, no need to be big. Well, no, no, I mean, in terms of... I'm not even, like, big into Metroid. I've played Echoes and Zero Mission. That's really it. Sometimes in Smash. But, uh, yeah, I don't know really anything, but I would, yeah. I would um, watch. It's, like, not a problem, but I'm putting you at, like, 190% to put you back to normal now. I don't know what you did, but you're a lot quieter. Oh, Me. okay. Oh, Rags. Yeah, I feel... oh, Rags is quiet, yeah. Well, give me a second. Alright, now I'm gonna turn him back down, just in case. Well, <laughs> just in case never it's, be like, loud. last time it blows everything <laughs> out. Well, I, I would just flick the switches back on, so it should just go to normal. Um, so, let me see. I have no idea what the I point of this game is. I yeah, I flicked a few things. I think I was playing around with. I, I toggled echo cancellation, noise reduction, and automatic game control. I'm I'm telling you, dude. I'm almost certain there's nothing you can do about it. Well, it used to be almost every single EFAP it seemed to happen. And when I started using the RTX voice, it wasn't nearly as common that it would happen in our recordings and everything. Yeah, I'm not sure. So if, if anyone had asked me, I'd have been like, it's as, it's as common as it's always been for everybody. It just cycles through people. I think it happened hmm. to you a couple times in a row and it really pissed you off, which is fair, but... Uh, <laughs> like, <It's> just... <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, especially because I think you heard them in an EFAP movies, which is especially annoying, right? Cause it's like, oh. Yeah, and then, yeah, I think that's where I first noticed it, and then I, I listened to other stuff, and I was like, it keeps happening. I was like, Half the stuff that I say just gets, disappears. Which is, you'd think that's kind of, like, what shouldn't happen in a voice call, where they just say, you just don't get to be heard anymore. Well, because uh, the last one I remember was uh, when we were in the call with, I think, Shad and Drink, uh, and it was, uh, Shad was getting completely destroyed by it. Targeting Australians. It's fucked up. Yeah, if, but if, I mean, real. if you're in the chat and you've heard of this or you're aware of some potential fix, like, pass it along to me. I'd be very curious. Duh. Like I said, it can't uh, fuck me up, at least to the EFAP audience, because my audio comes through OBS instead. I'm immune to this horrible disease, but it could happen for you guys on your ends in terms of not being able to hear me. 
What, um... Do you know what the... Because I know if you have a server with, like, Nitro and stuff, you can have, like, high-quality voice rooms. Is there a way to enable that for calls? Or is that a default thing that you have I to... I assumed it was default because it's just, there's no c controls for calls, you know? Yeah, like, I don't know where the option seems to be, if that's a thing. Mm. Um, so, uh, who knows? M. Come on. Oh, stressful. Um, Fringy, oh wait, uh, Morla, please Gedelb, it's at this point we remember that she isn't super powered, but it doesn't matter since she's the best at everything. So the thing is about, that, that is a quote from Cinema Sins, uh, Wind, sorry, but I can't remember if, was he saying that as a cr point of criticism? Or was he saying that, Because like, he was like, it doesn't matter because she's the best at everything, like that's a critic, but if he was like, it's fine because she is the best at everything. Which came not long after him saying that didn't didn't he make a point of one like part of the video where it was like there's no reason to assume she's not any less powerful than Thor because she saved the world or something like that I can't remember but familiar ranks <laughs> what what was this again it's just um I could make that a Goodell quote I just couldn't remember how much of a of a thing it was if it were um you shouldn't have too much of an issue finding examples, right? So, you're not hmm? starved for content in that sense. In terms of needing to put it in, you know. Um, what, what do you... Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, maybe maybe yeah. I just... Yeah, just say, say it again. I, I think I might have just... Okay, so um, Cinema Wins at one point said, it's at this point we remember that she isn't super powered, but it doesn't matter because she's the best at everything. And I'm asking whether or not that was more of him recognizing a flaw. Or was it him actually arguing that? I think that's more him arguing that. Or in that case, I will he, add it. All right. I, I think he it. takes. He, I think he takes glee in that idea. He's like, "Wow, you go, girl!" Like, but unironically, because he's a loser. I can't say that. It's mean. Jay's friends with Cinema Wins. Oh no! Not really. Right. What's wrong with being friends? With well, I mean, I'm sure he's. I'm sure. I, well, I, I, you know, I, I was more joke. I was like serious. Obviously, you could be friends. That's just like, I, his videos are shit. That's the thing. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna push back on that. You could, you could be friends. It's fine. He's not like a horrible, terrible person or anything. He just makes shit videos. It's fine. There I was you go. just. I, I just think it's weird coming from Jay, who is you know, very critical of media and stuff, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm friends with CinemaWins, and his content is just really bad, especially in that aspect. So it's just, it's odd, I guess, you know, there's a little bit of a... Are you saying you're not on good terms with anybody who makes shitty videos? Uh, nope. Hmm. <laughs> that's what I make, that's what I make, that's what I make sure to do, is, uh, is like, is, hey, Rags, you want to be friends? And I say, no, maybe, maybe I'll think about it. And then I'll go into some story about someone I used to know or something like that. And I'll be Googling their YouTube uh, channels and I'll be listening and to, to see if their videos are good or not. And if the videos are good, if they're at least average to good, I'll say, yep, send me a friend request. We can go to buddies. You can come to my birthday parties. I'll go to your kid baptisms or whatever the fuck it is you want me to do. We're good. We're set. 
And uh, if it's bad, I'm gonna say, um, I think we're I think something's wrong with the call. I can't quite hear you. Go ahead and uh, message me tomorrow. We'll try it again. I think something must be wrong with the servers. And then I'll just then they'll forget. So that sorts Damn. itself out. Someone said bad videos don't make you a bad person. I, yes, I, thank I, you. It just has to be one hundred percent. I'm gonna it, make a video. It shows you the state of your soul. Damn. I'll be, I'll be like, why can't I uh, direct message Rags anymore? <laughs> yeah, well. Why can't, why can't I DM Rags anymore? Oh, oh, I gotta step up my YouTube game before he'll talk to me. The harsh realities of the YouTube world. So, so I, Rags, I know you're joking, but that's how Quentin decides whether to socialize with people. I think Quint, Quentin should be just happy that anybody socializes I, with him or would be willing to. It is definitely not about the quality of videos from Quentin. It's, it's whether or not they align with him uh, politically. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's been explicit a couple of times from him that like if you if you don't have the same values, then he's not going to bother with you. I guess that's an interesting thing because it's like to some extent, everybody has that perspective. It's just where do you draw the line? Yeah, let's just say he draws it harshly. Yeah, yeah right. Well, I think, I think, yeah. <laughs> hi, Rags. Hi, Mola. Hi, Frog Daddy Lish. Daddy G Licious. Oh my god. Oh boy. Hi. I guess he's still you. here. He is still here. He is. He had to take his dog out. Is the dog like, okay? Like, um,. Like to dinner or a date or thinking about stepping things up to the next level. All right. Yeah, you scared him with your weird questions like you do many people. Yeah. My weird questions. Oh, I was webbing? I was waiting for like one second. Uh, All right then. Um, ha happy spooky month as a Chris Massive. I'm super spooked right now. Hey. I think Halloween is welcome all. It's spooky, yeah, spooky ween. It's it's chilly to the bone. If you guys ever watch Venom two and rate it higher than Winter Soldier, I will be shocked. It's possible, like it's it yeah. downright probable. <laughs> I might give it the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I don't like. Winter it's hard to beat Winter really Soldier out bad. for badness. I'm sorry. Yeah, Winter Soldier is consistently and thoroughly bad. Um, I love the RE premiere. Ah, oh, one per oh, week of those, and then last week you get two. Ooh, that was fun. Yeah. Spooky. Is EFAP unironically evil? Oh, well, a little bit. Sprinkle a little evil and good in there. Who's the most evil of the three hosts? It's gotta be you, right? I can't. It can't. It can't be me because I'm in a pumpkin. So between I the like two how of you, said you it, it's gotta. It, like it's gotta be you and then Rice like can't be me. <laughs> well yeah, I've, I think I've made my reasons pretty clear. Uh but between so well, between the two of you which is which is the most evil between the two of you. I mean long man steals people's feelings, that's pretty that's mm -hmm. pretty scary. What do you steal, if anything? I don't steal anything except for the ingredients for my goo. You steal those? <laughs> you don't, you don't purchase them legally? Some of them, are, some of them are, are, are like hard to come by, right? Do you have? Do you kill elephants and alligators oh, on safari? Not, no, no animals were harmed oh in the making God. of my goo. That's for sure. Okay, did you turn small animals into goo with your high-powered? I just rifle? said no animals were harmed in the making of my goo. 
You have to turn animals into goo to make your other goo. I and it's like I a video no game. You combine different goos. You well, have you to combine yellow goo and red goo to make your green goo. You wouldn't necessarily have harmed the animal if it were dead by the time you convert into goo. But I, it would, it would. So what? You saying like the only way that I couldn't harm it is if I wait for it to die and then turn it into goo? I mean, there are humane ways to extract goo from animals, I suppose, or at least Except more. Except I don't ways. extract goo from animals. This is not part of the process. That's just generally good life advice, not to extract goo. Don't from extract animals. goo from animals, or at least do not extract life goo advice from animals. with Efab. You can extract goo from trees. It's delicious syrup that you can put on your panty cakes. There you go. Um, always love your content, although I only agree 90% of the time. Keep fighting the good fight. I want good movies, TV shows, and comic books again. Also, maybe one day. I think it's, a, it's important to note as well, it's blue and yellow that make green. I said red and yellow for some reason. Sorry, nobody it's noticed. blue and yellow that make green. Just for the, just to keep the record straight, to to establish that I I, I know my colors. So I Jay, know I said, Jay said I know a professional animal goo extractor who disagrees with this. Frank, what do you have to say to that? I mean, if he does whatever his enterprise is, I'm just saying that my goo was not product of animal. What's the name of their business? Like professional animal goo extractors <laughs> incorporated. Obviously. P A G, Paggy. Professional animal goo. No, Paige. Professional animal goo extractors. Paige. Paige. <laughs> Take a page master. out of their book. Die, Mini Bowser. Oh, good. Watch this Super Mario. Oh, wait. Yeah. I didn't know you guys knew each other. Well, anyway. Watch the Super Mario Bros. VHS Extended Rough Cut. It's an archive.org and it is fantastic. Well, we'll watch them back to back. The new and the old. It'll be wonderful. So let it be written. Uh, time to get the ten shaft rings and lotion, because we're talking about Wen Uwu. Nice. I've been waiting for this, Poggers. I I'm not... If they were specifically talking about, um... Good old... Nando vs. Movies, then, you know, fair enough. Maybe they were talking about that, maybe they are talking about Doom of Politics, you never know. <laughs> Is Batwoman an absolute triumph? Yes. In a certain sense. Yeah, that's a good meme. It's a meme. Um, I, I would say Batwoman is kind of special in a lot of ways. Uh, so you could call it a triumph by some definitions, yeah. I, um... It'd be cool if for season three they recast Batwoman again, just to keep in in line with everything. Well, here's the thing that that face thing is a pathway to many actors and actresses. <laughs> Remember when they got rid of Mouse and it was just like why? And then yeah, it so, was at the beginning they got rid of him quick. It was like first episode, yeah. first second episode. No, Wait, no, that yeah. was the end of wasn't it the end of season one or my. It was the end of season one, and then they did the Bruce Wayne thing, and then fortunately they ended that immediately, because <laughs> my greatest fear. Yeah, you think that they were going to do something more with that, but it really was a one-and-done episode. That's wild! I think it was just uh, peak creativity, you know? Um, hi, lads. Hope you had fun. I know we will in the chat. Oh, speaking for all of chat, huh? 
I mean, I feel like they have their own yeah. perspective, you know? Maybe someone Chat, had chat's fun. Allowed. Chat's allowed to not have fun. I was gonna probably say... Probably a couple of hate watchers. Oh, I'd hope so. What channel is complete without a little bit of hate? With a little hate, we can watch E-Fab, we can kill the art and... Wow, what times with fap? Clap? Um, Trap? Snap? Joy trap. God, computer's way better than me at this. Uh, fap. Fap. Um, clap. Thunderclap. Do you nah. have, do you have any favorite MMOs? Growing up as a child, I used to love playing LOTRO and Swator. Not sure if they're actually good, but I loved them. Uh, the only MMO that I have played and stuck with is Guild Wars 2. Um, I've tried WoW and I just could not get into it. Um, wasn't interested in Final Fantasy XIV or any of the other ones. I think New World just came out, but I just don't have any interest in that either. Yeah, MMOs are a tough sell when you're older. <clears throat> yeah, I played um, a bunch of WoW and Old School RuneScape. Although that's not really an MMO in my opinion, but people call it that. I never really got into um, an MMO. I played a couple, but I was just like, eh. Yeah. I think yeah, I always wanted to, but then it just never happened. Yeah, it's it's way more fun when you have like less to do. If you have like uh, a job or like hobbies that you're really into, it's just very difficult to fit in. Mm. For um, some people, it's always just difficult to fit in. Yeah. Just, that's the way they are. But no, yeah, I mean, you end up. I mean, there's there has to be a one of the reasons that I play Guild Wars 2 is it it does not have a subscription service. Um, it's pretty much you just, you buy it and you get access to all the things. And if you want to buy a little extra stuff, you have that option. Um, but I mean, there's a number of reasons why I like it, but that is one of them. If I, I'm not going to play a game where I have to pay a month, regardless of whether I'm playing or not, um, just not 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 keen on that. Yeah, uh... I'd rather just. Pay a, ch a chunk up front and get all the things. To, to answer Alicorn's question in chat, I don't really think old school is an MMO because the vast majority of the game's content you play alone. And then like Iron Man mode's becoming more and more popular, which is basically play the game by yourself, plus like raids that you can do after you have 100 days of playtime or something. It's it's not super similar to like WoW, where you know, you're grouping all the time and grouping is like the point, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> uh, you lads looked into Squid Game yet? Thoroughly enjoyed it and would love an objective take from you folks. Mola Gay, high rags. Hello to you! I have not checked it out at all. I don't even know what it is, really. Yeah, what is Squid Game? I'll Google it. Squid Game? Hmm. Ooh, I don't know. Squid Game? Is that what they said? Just That's so what I they said. Said Squid, Squid Game is game the most is disturbing a... show I've ever seen. That's the first thing I see. Squid Game. Blue oh, it's not a South game. Korean horror Squid Game. Oh. Um, the Netflix hundreds show. Hundreds of cash-strapped contestants accept an invitation to compete in children's <laughs> games for a tempting prize, but the stakes are deadly. Oh my god. Hmm. Well, um, you know, maybe I'll see it at some point. I don't know. Is Sorry it Korean, they said? Korea, yes. Oh, what? Yeah. What? More, 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 more. 
What? All I heard was memoring. <laughs> what was that? The, 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 a Korean <laughs> show. We're already we're already preoccupied with a, another show. True. Being really cool show. Uh, why did you bring Duma Politics on? How did you find them and decide them to get them involved since they only have one video? Um, so they were on... It was really simple. I'd seen the video they made by happenstance. So would Fringy. And then I think Rags probably saw it as well because it got around. I'm aware... Yeah, I'm aware um, of it. I just haven't watched it yet. And then I believe he, jumped on, he jumped on Adam and Sitch. And then I saw him in uh, the chat when I was mentioning I'd seen the video. And then... Uh, emails, Twitter, and then I had a chat with him while I was playing Beaver Game. It's not Timberborn, it's Beaver Game. <laughs> no, that's that. I love that picture <laughs> posted. <laughs> Wahoo, it's a me. Politics, a key part of the anti fun equation. Well, that's the thing. Maybe you should rebrand yourself to Duma everything so that people don't think you're just politics. Let's, yeah, that's sort of an interesting question is I'm, I'm already like in the, I initially sort of charted out a bunch of videos I wanted to make and it was like 80% politics and it's already been whittled down to where it's like there's three politics videos I want to make and like 15 videos I want to make about media. <laughs> um, I mean, that, maybe, yeah. Because now my, it's probably early enough that you could still rebrand just as long as you kept the Duma part in. Yeah. Well, you the, could just call yourself Duma, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the weird thing is that, like, I've been on a bunch... This is not by any means the first stream I've been on. I've been on a bunch of them, so, like, people kind of have this idea of who I am. So it would be weird to change the name. I almost think it would be best to just leave it like this and just not change make it. politics just videos. Sure. Yeah, and just make it. Do politics, you have now. no politics videos. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah like, that would I'm be kind of funny. You, change it as early as you can. If you're going to change it, change it now. Well, Get did you hear anything you just early. said? Or? What? No. I assume what, not. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, I'm already, like, the name is a thing. People know who Doomer Politics is. Like, it's something people search for. So there's sort of a pre-sold oh, franchise element it's there. Maybe phase it out over time, or use two names for a while? Well, it's an... It, it sounds like he doesn't want to, because I, I was just going to say it's an easy change to go from oh, Duma yeah, politics to Duma. So that's always on the but, table, no matter how big you but are. But that's the I thing, I, so I, would, I, would, I, would, I would prefer to change it. If, it. if there was no consequences, I would change it, like, literally on the stream right now. It's just that I don't know if there... I, I don't know case, what the best thing to do is. Well, um, I honestly think it would be easy for you to do, go from Duma politics to Duma. Yeah. I think so. Probably, yeah. And I don't think many people are going to be confused about it. And I think if they search Duma Politics, you still probably show up uh, as Duma. Probably might. Yeah. Especially yeah. just tag. Yeah, use your use your tags. Always tag Duma Politics. That's a, that's a good point. That's an excellent point. I'll probably do that, actually. Yeah! Well, yeah, it's, it's such a... It's a, it's such a fuck-up in branding. I, I, I had not planned this at all. And, like... In in the in like the scope of my life, politics is not something I've been interested in very much. It's just like I made the channel to like make a video about January sixth and just never did. For reference, and it was just um, kind of sitting around. We yeah. know someone who went from Cinema Sins Sins to Sin Sins to JXE Sin Sins to JXE. So <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and, and that I just know them as JXE from being very illustrious. Yes. Career. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll probably just change it soon then. Hmm. 
Um, yeah, um, yeah, just uh, yeah. My that that's my advice. So do with it what you will. Yeah. But if you don't, you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, you're wrong about seafood and Christmas. So that's not true, actually. You'll come around. They all do. And chat, chat was actually uh, kind of backing me up there a little bit. Oh, we have a lot of. They've good, been known to be Halloween is uh, in chat. Contrarian uh, uh, losers. So <laughs> yeah. see, chat. I would never say that about you. <laughs> Oh well, if, if you're not one of them, chat. I'm not talking about you. Don't worry. About I, it. I don't. I don't think chat are contrarian losers. They seem really like smart and like educated and cute to me. This is your first stream. Don't worry. We, we were. <laughs> we, we were. Oh. You're right. They are cute and well educated. Halloweenies. We, we yeah. all can Chris Masters as well. No, mm -hmm. they're. Uh... Oh, it, it was it. It was was it Chris Massives or. I want to say I want to say there was another one that I really liked. Um, oh, it'll come to me. Mm -hmm. Yes, chat. I am hitting on you. Oh. Uh, Efap gang, ever seen the Hot Wheels World Race and Accelerators movies? No. Hot Wheels World Race? Yeah, I've not even heard that was a thing. I've never heard about this. Yeah. Sorry, no, n nothing, nothing on our ends. They race around the world. How do they get over the oceans in their hot wheels? Bridges, big bridges. Wow, that's pretty cool. Why can't I shoot things from my little turtle ship? Um, Rags, I want you to, I want you to drop you fluffy doggy balls on my forehead till you come like a fountain. Wow, that's. Okay. I don't <laughs> normally. So here's the thing: I don't normally come like a fountain, just from dropping my balls on someone's face. <laughs> but I mean, there's a first time for everything. Maybe if I just, uh, maybe it's like splitting the atom. You gotta do. You gotta hit it just right for the big payoff. You get you get uh -huh. overstimulated first, or you like edge for like hours. Hmm. <laughs> I, I'm hey. Sometimes when it sneaks up on you, it it's great. So who knows? Um, and I want Moller and Wolf to watch and critique the scene. Also, high rags. Hello. Wait, what scene? Oh, in the Hot Wheels movie. <laughs> no, I think they're referring to the previous thing I said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Desolation of Smaug opens with a great dragon-killing scene. IMO. Hmm. Is Desolation of Smaug the second one? Wait, Desolation? Yeah, no. Wait, yeah, you're right, because his Desolation comes at the beginning of the third film. Yeah, the, I'm pretty sure Desolation of Smaug is the second one, because I actually saw that one. I remember that being a really, really unpleasant theater experience. Why is that? I don't know, the movie just was boring. That's fair enough. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't get phased that not... much by the Hobbit movies. I didn't mind the first two. I didn't. The third, the third one was just. Um, I didn't care for it. Uh, I like the at first all. one the most because I saw I so potential. Too. Yeah, I, and I, I really like, liked I the, like the, the Gollum Bilbo scene. I remember thinking that was good shit. I just don't really care about him enough to be like. I just don't really care. It's, it, it seems like something that shouldn't have happened. I mean, this is probably the most like obvious level zero take, but like you just don't have the material for a trilogy. It, it wasn't it gonna to be really a first, right? Yeah, I can see two movies out of The Hobbit, um, but three, that's ah, starting to stretch it. Yeah, and there was there was lots of stuff to nitpick, but overall, it was just 
very unimaginative in a way, just not really interesting. It's like, okay. And Waluigi's so gangly, he like hits his shoulders on the sides all the time. What is what is Waluigi's um, ethnicity and nationality? Also species, that would be, yeah, that might be a more correct. <laughs> Italian, what the fuck are you? Italian goblet, I think. Italian. Or yeah. Italian, no, Italian goblin. It could just What's be Willem species? Dafoe, Italian. his species. A Dafoean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm something of a Waluigi myself. I'm something of a wham myself. Venom 1 better than Venom 2. Alright. Maybe. I don't know. Mola, would you consider <laughs> Rag Snow as a, as as an objective subject or a subjective object? Objective what? subject, I guess. What? It's a it is a subject, his snow. And it exists object well, I have to go off in his wood. I haven't seen his snow for a long time. I assume it still exists. My snow? Here's the thing about my snow. I don't have it. Not right now? That's okay, though. No, 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 but that's all right. One day, it, it will return, return to you. Yeah, it will. The snow became ice, and like like a, a more, you know, like you know, snow is more powdery. Mm -hmm. Well, you leave it in the freezer, it just basically turns into ice. Um, so I let it outside where the water lives. It became one with you the let sky. Your snow floated free? up. I did. I let it free. It went up into the sky, and one day. It will return to me. Thank you. So here's a question for you guys. How would uh, Shang-Chi compare to like the Phase 3 films? Like, where would it rank? Um, Pretty low. That's pretty bad. But like, feels like a more reasonable bad than something like Black Widow, where it's catastrophe is the word I'd say for that. Um, <laughs> it's like, so one of the things we talked about was like, one of the first things we told Rags about it was, hey, he cares about saving people in it. It's like, what? That's, yeah, I know. That's good. Yeah. That's nice to see. A lot of heroes in Phase 4 don't give a fuck about civilians, and it really screws with their characters. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like the civilians have souls. Uh, oh. Hey, man. Maybe Oops. setting them free is <laughs> the, best, the most moral <laughs> hey, thing hey, to do. Hey, I, I mean, things aren't precious because they last forever. Um, I think it's the thing isn't beautiful, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, good quote. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's mm -hmm. a good. Thing. Well, whether they have I... souls or not is, I mean, arguably it's even worse because then they just stop existing. They're gone forever. All the more reason to consider them more precious and worthy of protection in a way. That's yeah. That's my yeah. Yeah. Um. Maybe they go to maybe they go to like like if a prisoner dies, their soul goes to just jail in space or wherever they go. They soul still jail. have to stay in prison. Afterlife jail. I can see the problem you guys have with super chats. We've gotten definitely more than we've read just <laughs> since the super chat section started. It's a, it's a curse. It's um, fine. But we we you know we soldier forth. We oh, do what we can. You're, Jay just highlighted, except Loki, you're forgetting Loki. He cares about people, and it's like, yeah, what he's not fucking supposed to. <laughs> it's the opposite. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh no, the people. They're leaving them here to die. It's like, Loki, you don't give a fuck. You never have. Oh, so frustrating, but that's, that's just where we're at. Hi, Rags. Hello. Uh, Rags, remember the dude that you debated about Ion Fury? His weird political ramblings that had nothing to do with the topic were hilarious. 
Oh, I think I do. Yeah, that was bizarre. He really wanted to talk about his weird lefty shit. When that wasn't what we'd... Yeah. Learned a valuable lesson. Yeah, that's... that's What a fucking weirdo. That's been part of the my experience is you just want to have a conversation and people have sort of like these pre-prepared things. My, yeah, yeah, can I run through my well, script on fucking socialism? Yeah, they have a dialogue tree that they want you to jump into. We want to... We gotta talk about trans shit and socialism shit and all this stuff. And I was like, this is not at all. Like, I prepared to talk about, like, an agreed-upon topic. It's like, we barely even got to it. But yeah, I learned a lesson. Don't fucking entertain their stupid bullshit. Yep. Uh, Bizarre person. In What If, they confirm Zola is alive in the Hydra base from Civil War and Black Widow knew about it. So yeah, it's trash. Zola's alive in the Hydra base from Civil War. I'm not entirely sure of what you mean. But if they confirm Black Widow knew about the Hydra base, that's a problem, yeah. Yeah, she didn't tell anyone. That would and be then say, oh, this is a thing we could do? Um, also, hi, Rags. Hello to you. And happy Halloween! <laughs> Gosh, our schedules are so full, I was just realizing, like... Tomorrow, the day after, the day after, and the day after, I have a stream or recordings to do, along with just editing in general. Best time of year. The thing's happening. I was saying to the Friday Night Tides people, they better have Halloween outfits for their uh, the Halloween episode, otherwise I'm going to sue. I'm preparing one right now, actually. Oh. And what's that? We'll see. I don't I like surprises. I must paint. know. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It involves a Stanley Kubrick film. Ah. <laughs> it's like you're expecting part. a guess. It's just like, <laughs> I see. Well, there there is. When you see it, it'll, it'll, it'll be quite obvious, I think. Oh. Actually, that's not true because there's Clockwork Orange, so there's two. So you just two confirmed it's not that. Yeah, it, it, I did, yeah. Gotcha. Um, Smaug dies in five armies. Yeah. Bucky kills zombie cap and feels no emotional hit. I, I, I hate getting updates about this shit because I'm just like, I don't... I don't it's know. Bad. It's probably terrible. We yeah. get it. Yeah. I'm okay with I him telling it. us about it. I just, like, I, there's so little I can do. Like, it, it's almost like reading out, what if is bad? And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Very well. Uh, Widow sees Clint die and seemingly shrugs it off. I mean... If you do an episode where everyone's zombies, I guess you won't have time to have meaningful, like, moments of everyone caring about the fact that they're all dead. I don't know. Uh, Fringy, please spray your Fringu across my mud flaps. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna... no. That's a no, I'm afraid. <laughs> You're gonna have to... no, that, that product isn't available yet. <laughs> I can put so, my balls on your face. Yeah, Rags is, was on board with that, he just couldn't so promise Rags the outcome. So Rags is more on board with putting yeah. his balls on your face, yeah, so talk <laughs> to him. If that's what you want, specifically. If you want stuff sprayed on your mud flaps, though, I don't know. <laughs> don't call them that. <laughs> um, making a review on what if. Episode 4 is good, the rest is horrendous. Wish me luck, EFAP. Which one's episode 4 again? Ah, uh, Doctor Strange losing his heart. I don't, like, from what I've heard of the summary of that, everyone keeps saying it's a good episode. It's like, am I missing something? Because it sounded mechanically fucked. How do you lose fucked. a heart? Well, it's just talking about the girl he likes. 
Oh. Um, Oi, Mola. Language lesson one to point one. Based how you pronounce Kaxteiskud. A few corrections. The A in Kax should sound more like Barf. So Kax... Kaxteised Kud. Alright. <laughs> okay. Well played. Beautiful. Well played. Alright, this looks so stupid, I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> oh. Um <laughs> juvenile but I like <laughs> I just rewatched uh. the Joker Nando EFAB and dear lord I'm not ready for this. Also I miss Wolf, send love. Yeah, well the, that one was worse than this one. I feel like this was that was the best Nando versus movies video we've watched, because at least he like drew from the film, it's just they it weren't very Yeah. Because, like, he made they some bullshit claims about weren't... Joker. Yeah. yeah, they were weird extrapolations or writing the film for itself or... You know, like, I could tell he watched the movie, so that's yeah. nice. Yeah, that's good. It wasn't, like, crazy or just incoherent. That's cool. Um, Language lesson 1.2. Taste should sound more like taste. You know you're close enough and it starts to sound like something Ragu would agree with. Yeah, it's, it, it's becomes... Oh, he won again. I always lose the bomb one. He likes Shang-Chi, but he doesn't like Joker. Remember his Chris Duckman-level fanfiction? Oh... I don't... What did he say? I That, well, was, so that was another lifetime ago. That's his main um, channel thing, is he just rewrites movies and he like even puts in dialogue and stuff, and it's just super awkward if it's like really much worse than what was there. <laughs> And well, like, it's the thing that you run the risk of if you're like, I'm gonna fix your thing. It's like, dude, if it's worse, like <laughs> you were inviting a world of and his criticism fix, your way. His fix for um, Joker was making it so the girlfriend was real, I think. No, no, um, no, 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 no. He comes up with really yeah, weird ideas for that. fixes. Yeah, it was it was great. As Do you remember, it was, great as it was. He called it racist that she was an illusion, <laughs> like, because he's like the only person of color was an illusion or something like that. Well, well not an illusion, but you know what I mean. It's you damned if you do, damned if you don't, you know? Well, you gotta you make her a real person, okay? She was real. No. No, real as in doesn't... is in head, his head. Rank's right, not fair, I have another Rumble-related minigame, and I don't have Rumble in the controller, so I just have to lose. So, wait, 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 you have to... Wow! I, what? I randomly pressed A and I won. Uh, so the idea is that your controller mm -hmm. will rumble, and it's the first person to press A after the rumble wins. <laughs> you got it randomly? I did, yeah. <laughs> like, if, not... only the com if only the computer understood how much it just got bamboozled. <laughs> I was gonna say, the computer's <laughs> on fucking hard mode. Oh, I didn't get that one. I think, in general, like, the audience is really good at picking out problems in a movie, but, like, fixes is hard because... You need to understand a lot of mechanics to like really propose a fix to something. I, most right, of the time you have I've to seen... identify something that's broken to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, I way prefer doing them on a really, really micro, like nano level, where um, it's just like you have a, a, a piece of dialogue and you're like, oof, that was a bit overt. You could have just said blah, 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 and that would have been way more subtle and blah, blah, blah. And you know, it's like um, something that's much easier for people to agree on. When you go, you know, Jurassic Park would be better if there was no T Rex and way more Velociraptors. 
And you're like, <laughs> uh, 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 that just sounds like a different movie. I don't know what else to say. Thanks for the inspiration, Mola. I'm currently working on a Shang-Chi video. I am Chinese and I feel insulted by the movie. Well done, Marvel. Oh, schnizzle. Um, yeah, good luck, I suppose. There's plenty to work with. Did it insult you more or less than Milan? Oh, yeah, Mulan's... I, that's gotta be worse, right? I, I think. <laughs> I was watching the Mulan Ifa movies the other day again. It's just so... That movie was so fucking bad. <laughs> Special. Um, I expected the story to be lackluster to say the least, but the fight scenes were underwhelming, even with Jackie Chan's stunt team. That's just annoying to hear. That it would have been his stump team. It's just like, mm. They could have, like, cut out a lot of wasted time and added longer fight sequences, too. I don't know why you wouldn't, because audiences love that shit. Um, as a Chinaman, you have my full protection from racism accusations. Oh, sweet. I gave you the C word pass. Well, there you go. Immunity. As, uh, oh, you gay, here money. Thanks. It's the best kind of transaction. <laughs> <laughs> Play the Convergence mod for Dark Souls 3. Uh, I'm not even sure what that is. Metal might know what that is, but... Uh, maybe have, have at these, some point. Have any of these live-action Disney movies been remotely passable? No. Oh, except um, I hear Cinderella's not that bad. Not the net, uh, Amazon one. <laughs> Just oh, are we gonna watch that? Look, there's nothing on the books yet. It. There's nothing on the I books yet. I like the difference in like you, you're like you're you're gonna veto the Cinderella with uh, James Corden. Rags will veto like Saw. I'm curious what I would veto. <laughs> I I just I just don't want to watch it. Um, <laughs> it's not like a deep objection to it. I'm just I have very little interest, and I don't think it will be that funny. Really? You don't think that it would just be so hideous it would be worth laughing at? Maybe. I think it would... I, I think it probably will be hideous enough to laugh at. I think it would be very cringy, though. Mmm... But cringe can be funny. It can, that's the thing. Cringe is a risky... To, cringe, she is a risky mistress. You're taking a... yeah. Yeah, that's right. You, you are taking careful. a risk with cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rags. Hello to you! It's my birthday today, just turned 26. Wow. How about that? EFAP makes a great present. Here. Still haven't seen Shang-Chi, but they wasted Abomination. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say Shang-Chi wasted Abomination. He's in it for like five seconds, and he does punch someone or whatever, so it's just like, I mean, what? that's about it. What else are you going to get? But um, it would be fair to say that about uh, Incredible Hulk, I guess. Can I humbly suggest Iron Monkey from 1993 for EFAP movie sometime? Think of the Emperor in Mulan remake hitting people with blankets times 20. Ooh. That was pretty funny, remember that? The blankets? In the Mulan in remake? Mm-hmm. How she would throw them out? The little... Well, I don't think she did. It was, uh, it was the king, right? Or whatever, the emperor. Well, she did it. The witch did it too on the city. Oh she right, I thought you meant her. Mulan. Um, I just the the particularly funny one I think was the emperor near the end. He he did all kinds of things. 
Not quite yeah, as funny as when was... he tossed her the arrow and she did a flip kick and killed the villain. That was... That was... Oh. A, a team of people would have made that. It's incredible. Yeah. That got thought of in the first place. Mm -hmm. Spoken out loud, approved, and then executed. So... Mm. Uh, woke cringe is so forced I can't imagine trying to create around it. Purell moments. I don't know. I, f I find it could be a really interesting challenge to be forced to... Like, what kind oh, of restrictions meant... a studio would give you? When he said Purell moments, I thought he meant, like, hand sanitizer. And I was very confused. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, like, you know, you know if a studio was like, you have to have, I don't know, all of, like, the trappings of all that shit, but then you try and make a good story underneath it? There's hope I mean, out you there. can make it work. Someone out there will do it. There'll be one good movie in the MCU eventually, guys, and we'll find it. Um, your furry brand is being infringed upon, Rags. You should sue for damages. Also, hi, Rags. Hello to you. I think Rags welcomes more of his people. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Hi, Rags. Hello to you. I'm considering moving to Arkansas. Any recommendations on cities and which ones I should avoid? No, honestly, I don't really have all that much insight into that. Generally fun, welcoming place, I imagine. Good old Arkansas. Um, forget Invincible. Check out FX's Legion. I've heard a couple of recommendations that one's for Legion. Oh, to come up now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's, it's older First than Invincible time, but... too, so. Or at least the first season is, right? I don't know, did it get stopped? I think it's over now, yeah. Mm. Oh, Donkey Kong punched the child. Guys, check it out if you haven't got the stream up. This, this shit is awesome. Oh no, Donkey Kong, what are you doing? <laughs> Knock him the fuck out, take his money. I like how even he said, what, Donkey Kong? And then he <laughs> punches him and takes his money. What are you doing? His ape brain is not equipped to deal with your concept of morality. Yeah, he just registers Donkey that Kong it's Bowser. Like, but Donkey Kong is a protagonist in his games. Why is he? Why yeah. is he no, now he's an anti-protagonist. He's an anti-hero all along. Anti-protagonist. He's an ape hero. <laughs> Seth Rogen laugh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for that. Nobody is. Hey crew, I hope you could get Misanthropony on. His recent video getting is getting hate for caring about a TV show too much. He's a good boy, and I hope we get him on someday. His format is similar to Unbridled Rage videos. What's um, what what is he getting hate for? I don't know. Let's have a look. I'm curious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it a shitty TV show? Is that why? Oh. Oh, it's it's about My Little Pony. So that could be, in fairness, that could be for all kinds of reasons, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't... Is he saying it's bad? Or something? Well, I, think, I think they're or saying good? the new one is bad, the, the old stuff is good. That's my assumption oh. from the thumbnail and the title. Which is probably new... going to piss off the new fans of My Little Pony. Okay. You know them lot. They're big into the pony stuff. I guess. I had a friend, a guy friend, who was a super brony. It was really strange. 
Um, yeah, I knew people who. Yeah. He had, he had collected some of the some of the dolls and would constantly say that I need to see the show, and I'd be like, I'm all right. I think I saw a couple of them, and I was like, it's fine. It is absolutely. Yeah, fine. I had a friend who's into that stuff. I mean, I still have. They're still my friend. Uh, they, I got. They showed me a couple, and they were fine. Yeah, they were fine. I I, I enjoyed them. Normal but I cartoon like, show yeah. with characters doing their thing. Yeah, I had no issues with the show. And yeah, I don't know which of the many different fucking pony shows it was. I don't remember. Um, it was around the same time Game of Thrones Season 2 was out, so that should tell people which one it was. And as you can tell, the fact that that's my memory was me being like, I prefer Game of Thrones to this. <laughs> that's a preference I have. Uh, oh, speaking of which, Game of Thrones Season 8 is a pitch-perfect example of subverting expectations at its worst. They undo everything established, all the character work, and do none of... Uh, do one of the most boring nothing endings ever. Yeah, I think that they're on record saying that, um, it would have been, like, too boring to have Jon kill the Night King. It's too boring to That's have... That's a great reason to make decisions. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's top notch. It'd be too boring if you did the thing that we set up would happen and everyone would yeah. fucking love to see. <laughs> I fucking it would hate be that so shit. Satisfying. Yeah. yeah. Is it too boring that Luke defeats the Emperor? Well, you know, defeats the Emperor. We'll see. I, I suppose you could now, argue, but, yeah, you know. that he doesn't quite do it. Like it's it's a complicated yeah. little event. Okay, you know. let's let's do a different one. Is it is it is it a problem that like Frodo fucking, drops the ring? Spider-Man saves. Yeah, yeah. You know what That's though, fine. Frodo wouldn't have if not for the chicanery at the end of the thing. So it's subverted. Yeah. That's right. Same for Spider-Man with a lot of his villains. They defeat themselves in a sense. They often, yeah, defeat themselves. But maybe, maybe they're onto something. We can't just have a villain be beaten by a hero. That's boring. Yeah, I mean, it, it can be really right. interesting. It can be really interesting to like establish something that can lead to multiple possible outcomes. And people think it's going towards one, and you go towards the other. But just, yeah, of course. J just in general, being like, oh well. They expect this, so we'll do the opposite. It's just, it's well, such a terrible line of thinking. You say that, and then it's like, yeah, we could also just go as far as saying you have one outcome everyone's seeing, but there are many ways to commit to that outcome, right? Oh, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. How we get them? Does John die through. when killing the Night King? Does John have to kill a friend in order to kill the Night King? Is there some kind of, you know, like, is it killing the Night King will actually make things worse? And he didn't realize that. You know, there's plenty of things we can fucking do. The idea that, like, we know he's gonna stab him is so stupid, it's like, hmm. What's the other thing is, it, it's, it, I mean, there's way more to it than that. There could be, like, an intricate layered battle with, like, fighting past some of the lieutenants and then failing and having to fall back, and, like, you don't know what's gonna happen and someone comes up with a plan, and, like, you execute the plan and it doesn't work, so you come up with another plan, and that plan starts to, you know, like, there's a whole, there's a whole range of things that can happen. I mean, I'll be honest with eventually you. he kills the Night King. John stabbing the Night King in that ending instead of Arya, and that's the only change we make, it's still a shit episode. Oh, oh yeah. of course. That episode's nonsense. I mean, like, I, my, my biggest problem with that whole thing is just that the Night King ever decided to come into Winterfell while anybody was alive. Like, what's the point? Just send in zombies, send in I'll more tell you zombies. Because he's arrogant, okay? That's why. It makes sense completely with his characterization of being oh, yeah. an arrogant ice lord. When was he established as being arrogant? <laughs> it's just something we come across all the time. It's like, sudden arrogance is the only way you could explain certain decisions in a lot of videos. It's like, shut up. That's what it is. Yeah, it. it, it it's. I expected that to be a problem with Thanos. Is like Thanos has so much power that 
almost by definition, the only way to beat him is for him to fuck up. <laughs> Ooh, it's like if it's he doesn't cool. fuck up, how do you beat him? It's just cool that he wins. Um, I just don't think that they stuck the landing for that in terms of like, so how do we recover? Endgame was like, bleh, mm -hmm. and vomited all over the room, and it was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. They should have just ended if if the, if the whole series ended on Thanos looking over. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because I, I talk about a hypothetical that I think would be super neat. Yeah, um, because we, we talked about a couple when we first did the, uh, Endgame stream, I think, and one of them was that, um, what if, you know, the Thanos' snap didn't actually kill everyone, it just created two universes, one with half the people, one with the other half. That's, I, I didn't even think of that one, that, that one, I must have forgotten that, because that is, uh, yeah, that, that could be really cool. You got a lot of options, and it feels like they picked possibly the worst is, is what I would say, in terms of, like, utilizing this, um, this idea and fully exploring Super Discipline. Um, You'll find out all about it when that video gets done and yes. whenever it's done. <laughs> Mongo Supremacy cometh, but hail the Doom Patrol. I've not seen it. Heard it's good, though. That's what I keep hearing. Best lead slash movie Mortal Kombat Snake Eye Shang Chi. What? <laughs> Does anyone know I've what that meant? Snake Eyes. Is it the best lead in each of these movies? I mean, best lead slash movie. Oh, so they're asking which uh, one is the best lead, Mortal Kombat or Snake Eyes? Well, I haven't seen Snake Eyes, so neither have I. Then they also yeah. asked Shang Chi. Okay, I think I further understand what they're asking now. Um, I mean, maybe maybe the guy in Mortal Kombat is he's so fucking lame. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, he's, he's probably the worst out of a lot. He is yeah. he's just a vacuum for interest. It didn't help and that I he was next to Kano for a lot of the movie as well. Well, that that's that's that too. But if Kano was the lead, then uh, which he, but if he was, then Mortal Kombat comes out on top. Yeah. I think, honestly, that's one of those things where halfway through the movie, you're filming, you're like, fuck it. <laughs> this guy is, uh, we like this Kato guy, we're changing the ending. Um, as for which one's the best movie, Snake Eyes, Mortal Kombat, Shang-Chi, it's probably gonna be Mortal Kombat for entertainment. Um, I really enjoyed Mortal Kombat. Well, no, uh, that's a bit of a... No, I enjoyed parts of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was, it, it got Wait. dry at certain points. Well, yeah, because it's like, you know, when that protagonist is fighting Goro, it's like, ah, oh, sucks that he beats him. Yeah. But then when it's like, mm -hmm. freaking Scorpion versus Sub-Zero, that was really cool. But then we got nervous when protagonist man was getting involved. Yeah. It's like, no, this Scorpion Go away, versus... protagonist. You shouldn't yeah. have that be a thing in your movie where we're like, go away, protagonist. You're just yeah, but it's Nobody likes boring. you, protagonist. <laughs> It feels like a problem that we almost moved past, and it feels like it's slipping back in. It feels like um, Transformers is kind of the same situation, where it's like, I just want to see fucking Optimus Prime shit fighting people. I don't want to hang out with Sam or fucking <laughs> all these people on the ground. Um, and then it creeps back in, where it's almost like, we can't do, we can't have it be that we have, um, you know, uh, Johnny Cage as the protagonist, our POV character. We need, Which like, would have been so much element. better. It would, would be, be way better. Imagine, fun. imagine if you had your scenes where it's the interactions between um Johnny Cage and Kano. That would be awesome. 
God, it's not even close. God. Like, and that's gone. It's gone. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> like, because Kano is gone. Well, maybe they'll bring him back. It is Mortal Kombat. So. Mortal Kombat universe. True. <laughs> Only hope. Yeah. Because um, that definitely got in the sequel. That was like one of the most successful films on HBO Max ever. Is it definitely going to sequel? Have you got like an article or anything? Yeah, that? yeah, that's that's definitely happening. I'm pretty sure that's just already being announced. I hope Kano's in it. I do hope they bring back Kano. Yeah. Fringy, is your avatar a result of evil of the evil circles? Uh, I don't know what the I'm I'm working on the the Halloween lore for this year. It's it's not done yet. Is I, it going to regard this avatar? To... Uh, no, it's actually gonna be totally- it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, it's- it's funny, I was- I was thinking about this the other day, I was like, the fringy lore is getting really confused. Um, there are the so MCU. few things that are like- Well, yeah, but then again, I don't give as much of a shit about continuity for this. <laughs> like, it's- you know, I can do a lot of fun things and have fun with the characters and stuff like that and premises. Then, uh, like in the Green Hill comic, page is coming out every Thursday <laughs> on Twitter. Well, there you go. This person followed up with saying, um, unrelated, go sub to Fringy's Patreon. There, I plugged it so oh. you don't have to. Oh, wow, wow shit. I, I was sitting there, I'm like, oh, do I want to do that? <laughs> you did it for it's me. too late, yeah. Um, have any of you Give seen... Me your money. <laughs> <laughs> have any of you seen Visions? And if so, what is the worst episode aside from three? The one where everyone can breathe in space. I haven't seen it, and I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't plan to see it. Everyone can breathe in the space. Not robots. It's Treasure really. Planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Except Treasure Planet, that was more. So, <laughs> as opposed to in Star Wars. Um, Mongo Supremacy cometh, but hail the Doom. Oh wait, I, I read that already. It's, I don't. You read it. that, hmm. yeah. Um. You guys totally whiffed on the discussion of Fu Manchu's name. It's not at all confusing. The rights to Fu Manchu... No. <laughs> like, we were asking why Fu Manchu is a racist name. His joke was they removed it because it's racist, but then actually they didn't. That's his joke. So our point stood both before and after completing his sentence. You gotta understand, just because he hadn't finished his statement doesn't actually mean he was misrepresented or that we misunderstood anything. This goes both ways, Chatteroonies. Uh, the rights to Fu Manchu lapsed and they needed a name that could copyright. He was making fun of people who thought the name change was due to a fear of racism, an accusation that's been made regarding the name change. Hence our confusion. So, you agree? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Rings OP, please nerf. I don't even know that I need them oh, nerfed, the I just need to understand them. I mean, well, I, the, the rings, I guess I want that, them nerfed. That, that picture that we looked at definitely needed, like, some heavy fucking nerfs, like... like the, the... the void ring and the... Oh, those ones, yeah, ring. fucking hell. Yeah, those rings... those rings are, like, completely <laughs> broken. I assume... Yeah. maybe that. yeah, they're probably talking about those ones, actually. They said, I was just joking, but holy crap, please nerf those rings, yeah. The rings are very hyperbolic. They're powerful, but not nearly as powerful as they sound. I... <laughs> well, is it, it's are not they, that powerful. Are they inaccurate powerful. descriptions, or what? Like... You, could, you, could 
you can just create the heart of a sun and create well, it, malleable darkness. And I can open a portal to space in front of you. I, I say that as if Doctor Strange can't do that, but I'm sure he can do that. Um, yeah, I mean, who am I losing to at that point? Those are the kinds of questions you really just want the MCU to have the balls to answer. Like Thanos is fighting people and Doctor Strange just opens a portal that's quite small near him to space. And you're just like, yeah, do it. Fuck him up. Suck him right in and you go... With his bones everywhere. The gross, but I mean, it'll get the job done. He's just stuck there. Like, it can't kill him, but he's permanently just stuck to this portal and he can't leave. <laughs> they just... I don't know, like... Release me, sorcerer! <laughs> Release me, sorcerer! My cheek in It's just attached to his butt. It's like, really hurts. Yeah. His, his, the, the roundness of his bottom creates the perfect steel <laughs> around the portal. I would rather be left cheekless than stuck here for the rest of my life. Sorcerer, <laughs> you attack me my weakest. Fuck, that game's hard. Uh, Which game? The the avoid the UFO game. Oh, okay. I thought you were referring to something that may be a, like the Thanos thing. It's like, like, what game? It's a game fish. Tra <laughs> trap your butt. Space butt. Uh, ten rings are much less than the Infinity Stones. Wait, wait, wait oh, yeah, before go you go, ahead. that means that somewhere out in space, there's just a purple <laughs> cheek. <laughs> just in space. It's just floating. <laughs> Just, yeah. But you can make like out the uh, top of a windshield. It's a you can <laughs> you can make out the Rudik symbols of Doctor Strange's thing around it. You're just like, what is that? What does it mean? <laughs> He's into some freaky shit. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ten Rings are much less than the Infinity Stones, since the stones blatantly rewrite reality in the comics. But anyone could accomplish what the rings do just with magic or super technology. With with those descriptions, though? Those descriptions described, like, nonsense. And also hyper-powerful things. Those sound like D&D &D spells. Maybe. Hmm. It can't summon a black hole, just create a vacuum. Well, yeah. I, I, did, I don't think we said it could create a black hole. Fucking hell. I don't remember saying that. Um, Iron Man has supernova level feats in comics so he can survive the star level heat with ease. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I always imagine they push oh, it to... God. Like, you see Iron Man's suit by the time his end of his comic run is powered by suns. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's very powerful. I'm sure he's very cool. The Liar Ring sounds a lot like Golden Experience Requiem from JoJo. I have no idea. Like there's a liar ring? Yeah, the, 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 I think that was the one that I pointed out. It was kind of a funny name. It was called oh, the right. liar ring. <laughs> it was a Binding of Isaac joke. Yeah, I remember now. Uh, influence ring changes your gender. Trans rights. I mean, if it's if it can change anything about the body, I guess so. I don't know. But Can't. can it create genders? Maybe. The reality stone could probably do that as well as... Well... To be fair, I mean, a lot of the rings are very confusing in terms of what they could even do, so I don't know. And to be fair, people create genders all the time without rings of power, so... How do you know they don't have rings of power when they're doing that? Oh, that might be true. Cock rings, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or IEDs. Or UEDs, sorry. Not IEDs. 
<laughs> it was not to do with anything. <laughs> um, comics Mandarin stomps MCU Thanos. Well, yeah, clearly. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know what he's gonna like do. Just, yeah, I'm sure he. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, the comics are very impressive. But comics Thanos is pretty much a wizard, super tech god in the comics, like Dark Side, but not as pure. Not as pure physics prowess. I'll remind you that even without the stones, that comics Thanos can be somewhat even footing with beings that are living, that are living concepts. Living concepts. What does that now even that's mean? That's a comic. It's it's a bunch of woo in a comic book. You know how people gawk at that. That's well, like an anime thing. I mean, you, the power levels is. Fucked living in, like... concept and like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's very impressive to the 14 year old who thought of it. I, I don't know. It reminds me of the uh, the anti life equation. I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck does that? Yeah, <laughs> anti life equation. Very very spooky. Um, an actual Mandarin like an orange would be better than Travis Slattery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Or or what about a tangerine? I'm surprised they didn't have him eating a Mandarin when he walked in the room. Well, I mean, does he... What a clever a question. What, is, what is he eating when he's down there? He's been locked down there for like 10 years or something? What has he been eating? I think it's the, the little fantasy creature's poop. <laughs> is it? It just poops is that out part like... Of the, is that part of the poop lore? I'd say so, yeah. So wait, is he, is he part of like the, the Shang-Chi crew now? Like, is, is he going to be in the next Shang-Chi movie just kind of hanging out? Maybe he, maybe he lives with a civet... And he eats the um, the cherries from the poo, like we were talking about. Mm. Oh, Jay said, I am a living concept. I am the paragon of cum. That is impressive. <laughs> yeah, I, was say, I can't imagine the, the power that comes with that. Mola, talk about the good comic you read. I, I'm probably going to read... <laughs> that sounds funny out of context, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm probably going to read plenty of good comics uh, as time goes on. Especially if I win that um, Shang-Chi bet, which is still looking good. Are you going to buy a lot of comics with it? No, I said that um, if they win, I pay them $100 each. If, if I win, they have to buy me $100 worth of comics each. Oh! What's the Shang-Chi bet? bet? I got to... Before it hits streaming, it's got to earn... 380 million, I think, the film. Yeah, and you've got a whole month before it hits streaming. I mean, it is still, the the numbers are getting lower and lower in terms of dailies, and oh, now we've got it. It's competing now with Venom and Bond, so yeah, you're still might. I I would still. You probably you find like <laughs> I would imagine it's gonna clear that mark. Well, in that case, plenty of comics to come. I'm apparently I'm in the as is sending me the uh, the Nightfall arc. Do you know that one, Fringy? Are you up to date on these things? Nightfall for Batman. No. I, oh. I, 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 I haven't been actively reading for a couple of years, so might be out of loop, unless that's an older one. Because he's been passively reading. Yeah, I made the mis <laughs> that mistake. I did the thing. What? Uh, do do. Venom Two seems to be a six or five, which would make it the best superhero movie no this way. year. That's kind of sad. No really? Way. I'd be surprised no if it gets that high. No way. But it might. Is be it the same director and everything? No, it's no. Andy Circus actually, which means it mm. might be better than the first one. But the first one's like a two. 
Well, so oh, just, isn't Andy Circus like Gollum, like the CGI actor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's directing. Him like Gollum in what way? He's like he's pale. I, just, or... I immediately <laughs> thought of him as like hunched over directing the movie. Like he's get like in, Gollum. Get in frame. Like he's like, he is similar or comparable to Gollum. <laughs> like man, wow. He, he is a stunning likeness. Yeah. Poor guy. He's, he's just trying, you know. I I imagine that Venom Two is probably a lot of fun because first movie is shit, but it's kind of fun, and this one probably leaning more into the fun parts of the first one. Yeah. But like, there's no way that film is going to be a five or a six. I highly doubt that. Wow! If you go and see it and end up loving it, you're going to be your face Blinded. will be red. Well, I mean, if I like, if I love it, I mean, I may well enjoy it. Like, I'm I I think I'm going to enjoy that movie, but about separating your feelings from the more thorough analysis. Feelings from the reelings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. There's feels and then there's reels. So, to jump ahead, because it regards what we were just talking about, rags, living concepts are stupid and edgy, so what about an embodiment of death, like a grim reaper? I don't know what that is. An embodiment to... of death? Why would that be a it's living concept? Actual... No, that, that's a guy who goes around. Well, that depends on which iteration of him we're talking about. Because generally, when we talk about, we we describe him in that way. Death isn't he's... a concept, though. Like death is a thing yes, that is that's a, real. Death is a physical process that occurs. Wouldn't wouldn't a con a living concept would be like fucking a walking? I am the horizon. A I am Dunning Kruger or something, or like a walking, talking. Um, I don't know, like. Trickle down economics. Like, that's, that would be like a, that would be a living concept. That's what I mean. I'm very confused why how death death isn't a concept; it's a thing. Someone's quoted that as like a the the, the language is complicated here. Death is a concept. It's like well, no, death is like an event that happens. Yeah, death is death something is, that actually happens. Is, yeah, yeah, death is a real measurable process well if the categories we can... didn't exist it would still be something that happens unless they're referring to the well when he says the grim reaper is a concept but then again that means you've gone into fiction yeah, but then that means all fictional characters are concepts then yeah and, and then i guess you refer to all of them as living concepts which is just like where yeah it was like it's probably like oh he is like the embodiment of fear and it's Sorry, like okay and I, so they go I on to say Vastly non-human perspectives. <laughs> yeah, see the ultimate Sandman. Also, what's so hard to understand about the anti-life equation? You get to control all life. It's like I, that is I, no, that's <laughs> not anti-life. How is that an anti-life equation that you get the to control all life? The anti-life equation is a bunch of words that, if you read them, strip people of their free will. Like that. I, like, I don't want. I How is that anti-life? That's what? anti-freedom equation. Well, I don't. Yeah. I, I, How is that an equation? equation? I'm just. Yeah, I'm stuck no, all the way back. Yes. It's not an equation. It's a magic just spell. You, no, just you wait. Just you wait. Hold on. I need to read it to you. You've never <laughs> clearly. You've never heard the anti-life equation. No, I've not. No, I've. Yeah, Let you. Me Meme repositories definitely read this before on. Uh, yeah. So this is the formula. Oh yeah. The formula is. Loneliness plus alienation plus no, fear plus no. despair plus self-worth divided by mockery divided by condemnation divided by misunderstanding uh, multiplied by guilt multiplied by shame multiplied by failure multiplied by judgment n equals y where y equals hope and n equals folly 
Love equals lies. Life equals Man, death. what's so hard to understand lies. about this? Oh. <laughs> Love where, equals where lies. Does, where Damn. does this come from? This is from the DC, DC universe. <laughs> this is the DC universe? Are you serious? I mean, I was just, I was like, I got the, <laughs> I, I was evoked of Donnie Darko. There was like some weird shit in there that was like cringe, but it wasn't like one tenth the cringe of that. That's I, the, this, the DC universe. This is this is it's the like, problem. It's like, it's like rap lyrics, like twenty percent skill, thirty percent <laughs> luck, concentrated or... power of will, or yeah. something like whatever that goes. <laughs> I didn't know the anti-life equation was a, a thirteen-year-old girl's Facebook meme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, so I'm pretty sure. So I'm pretty sure that some of those are synonyms. Oh, probably. Well, yeah. Here, I think my favorite part is like there are no brackets, so I have to go chronologically. <laughs> oh, well, I got to do fucking um, I got to do uh, bid mass here to figure it out. Oh, fuck that! Um, like, <laughs> trying to figure <laughs> out that equation. What the fuck? What's What's or, the difference between loneliness and alienation? Oh, I don't you know. Can... Loneliness plus alienation. You can right? be lonely well, maybe... while having been accepted into society, I guess. Yes, and you can be alienated okay, sure. whilst not being lonely, I guess. Or it's doing the alienation. But, but like what about fear and despair? Others? What is the difference between those two? Is it what just is a longer? more intense well, the, version of despair? Fear? Despair is intense sadness, so it's distinct from right. fear. Right, okay. Also, someone said in uh, all caps, that is not the original equation. It's the equation oh. on the DC wiki. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> well, the original one, Fringy. This yeah. is, yeah. Mockery, condemnation, and misunderstanding. Why did they write that? Like, like the I'm just looking... equals poly. Because it just, it's just been posted and I see it now. And it's just like, why the fuck would anyone write this? <laughs> this is so fucking cringe. Let's say you have this... How do you, let's say you have this equation. How do you do this? How do you use... How do you get the components? Like do you yeah, like do you plug in the numbers and measure them well, up and do you say these in way? English? Do you say it in English? Do you say it in like Spanish? Do you say it in Is some it all over dialect? two A or something? Do I divide before I add? Is it is it is it all loneliness, alienation, fear, despair, self worth combined and then divided by mockery? Because there are no brackets, so I gotta like oh I gotta imagine that that's not the case. Someone said Goodell, but you know what? Let's, let's just toss that into Goodell. I'll figure out something. Oh my god. I... Videos can be described as successful if they follow this formula. <laughs> Is it a transcendental mathematical formula? Oh, and they, they follow what? up. What? So Originally it's... said to allow any who knew it to dominate the will of any yeah. sentient yes. race? What the that is fuck? what it does. The follow-up is... um. What it's it? just yeah. universe and range mind control, pretty simple. Just ignore the comics version where it can shoot energy blast because having no visible cons. I I'm very lost at this. Oh point. my god! I'm just imagining reading comics and like hearing. Oh, he's using the anti-life equation. It's like, oh, that sounds so cool. I wonder what the anti-life equation is, and then eventually you hear someone say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, well, so this is why there are people. What it was like, like what's so hard to understand this from memory? It's just like, I, what is there to understand about it? Like, what? I don't know what I'm meant to understand. It's a, it's a thing that if you say it, people lose their free yeah, like, will. If we're gonna go magic, like, like someone says, like, how is it that Gandalf emanates light from his staff? It's like magic, like, okay. But when when you say like how do you control the entire world's free will? It's like well off the anti-life equation, obviously. You're like what? What's wrong <laughs> what? with that necessarily? I don't understand what it means to say a bunch of words and then people lose their free will. 
and I don't know what it means that it's an equation. What does that matter? Like, why why am I adding stuff and then taking it away? What? How does that remove people's free will? I mean, I I guess yeah, what's trying the mechanism? To, trying you know, trying to like, okay, trying to trying to steel man this. Maybe it's something like this is giving you insight into the nature of reality, and by understanding the nature of reality, you gain power over it. Maybe it's something like that. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I don't care to look into it more though. Like I don't. It's just it's hyper edgy. I, I just I think it's retarded. It's, I, do you need yeah, a degree yeah, in like evil mathematics to use the <laughs> equation? No, I, I speak as someone with a degree in mathematics that I think knowing math. No, makes no, this evil, make less sense. evil, evil mathematics. mathematics. Okay, I evil don't math have to mathematics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like geometry, but with demons or something. Yeah, I. Trigonometry or trigonometry. <laughs> <laughs> Something, I guess, a thing occurred. This is this is like. Is this in the in the DC uh, cinematic universe? Uh, yes. The DC well, corner, right? it is in the yeah. It was when Darkseid he found it on Earth and then he forgot where Earth was. Well, to be fair, I guess it. I can't say that it makes less sense in that, but it's a giant bit of like inscription on the floor. It's I don't, like I don't know how. Yeah. Well, I don't okay. know what that I, means. Who wrote it? Let, let, let me clarify. I've I've seen none of these movies. So this this equation is actually involved in one of the movies. No. Yeah. Well, not not what you see in 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 the writing there. All you see in the movie I'll is a giant like carving in the floor. Oh, like it's yeah. like glyphs. Yeah, like you can't make out like anything that, particularly. Yeah. I don't think. I'll get you a picture from the movie here. All right. I mean, if it's if it's glyphs, that's one way to hide the shame of this. I'm just like I'm imagining being a, a screenwriter for DC, and I see this, and then oh, I choose to, to include it. That's well, the anti-life yeah. equation. I, I ain't including this. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. Someone's like, so technically, did did, did Snyder improve it? And it's like, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anymore. Like, I mean, the symbols look cool, but that doesn't imply like alienation, just... fear. Divided by mockery times judgment? Like, what the well, fuck does that mean? Well, I guess we mean? can assume that it's different in the I, DC. If it's literally just, you found it, and then you do something with it, and it gives you control over all free will in the universe or something, it's like, okay. <laughs> but did, did you just say the DC European Union? <laughs> I, That's the, what it's called. It is the DCEU, yeah, the DC Extended Universe. <laughs> oh, extended DC universe, European okay. Union. <laughs> the DC European Union. <laughs> That is. Um, yeah, if, if they have any sense, they won't clarify what these symbols mean. Hey, Moopleton. I know you're a huge fan of XCOM. Have you heard about the new Marvel Midnight Suns game coming? It's made by the same peeps. Uh, I've heard of it. I've heard of it, but I, I don't know. What kind of game is it going to be? Uh, it's like turn-based thing, but you it's something to do with cards instead of, like, moves specifically. Hmm. Um, it doesn't look awesome. So, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of it. Um, fair enough. Hi, Rags, you should play DRG. It seems up your alley. DRG? I, I don't know. Um, DRG, Diagnosis Related Group. Uh, DRG Game, maybe. Oh, Deep Rock Galactic. Um, I've heard good things about it, but I haven't played it myself. 
What if we kissed in a Disney-sanctioned way? Haha, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Unless, however, I'm not kidding about my insistence on you Dumbos playing DDLC. Ah, I see how you switched that. But, um... Yeah, I imagine that would be pretty dispassionate, you know, to do it in a Disney-sanctioned way. Uh, thoughts on Hello Future Me's video on soft world building. He goes over how worlds... How worlds that don't always make complete sense can enhance emotional storytelling. Lovecraft and Wally come up. There's a difference between something not making sense and not being understandable. Um, yeah, because you could not understand it, but it actually does make sense as long as you don't see anything. Yeah, if it's not contradicting anything. Oh man, this might be a might be a hot take. <laughs> What's this picture? What is that fucking <laughs> picture? It's pretty funny. Whatever the it is. Life equation. <laughs> <laughs> it's the answer. LP. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it looks like, it's, it looks like a, it's in like the Slipknot font. Um, this, this might be a hot take, but I don't think the world building in Wally is very good. What What do you... Oh, that's a... What well, What do you think would be the main problem with it? Wait, you don't uh, think Wally I mean, is very good? No, the world building. At least in the, like the third act, it's pretty... Uh, pretty weird. Weird? Yeah, like uh, humanity is just stuck in like i mean it's stuck it's, it's the unironic like go to the storage container eat the bugs thing everyone's just like sitting on a chair and they just like watch tv all day and never i don't know it's just really Do you weird think that's i well, think so... that, that is highly accurate to what i think we're heading towards it's weird because it's not like the way the world is currently but yeah I mean, what i took from it was and, yeah. what the film shows is the from life to death from birth to death the machines from all the automated stuff control everything and um they're like taught from birth exactly how to behave what to do you might get like outliers and stuff if, if that's what you're referring to but for the most part people are probably going to be of uh that lifestyle because of the fact that it's all automated to best mm -hmm. i don't know create comfort i think is the angle they're going I mean, for? Sure, but I mean, I mean, this is a weird, weird to have someone named Doomer that seems to be a bit more optimistic than everyone else in the call. But like, um, it, it, well, I, that that film like, is optimistic, right? It's no, like the, they get to stop and they go back to Earth. I mean, is it optimistic? They, they like destroy yeah. Earth by throwing trash yeah, everywhere and then go. They're coming back and they're gonna try they're coming and back and they're gonna fix. Yeah, if you remember the the credit sequence, they basically Earth is relatively safe. They stop planning freeze again yeah. and they're gonna fix it up and of course the captain has rediscovered his autonomy and is actually to do what he thinks is right i'd say yeah like a, i would agree it's a bit of an extreme representation because everybody is almost identical in terms of yeah. you'd think there'd be at least one guy who's like i don't actually like looking at screens i want to run around or something maybe but um uh, just the concept of like with everything being automated and everything being built for comfort it'll eventually drive us into a position that we're not going to find um, from an outside perspective is like horrible but at the same time um, easy and just again comfort just comes to mind basically yeah here's here's a hot take for chat and there's and there's a, a qualifier on this so Kung Fu Panda is better than Wally, -E, and that is Charlie Kaufman's take not mine Wally -E is like one of the best films ever made. I think. Really? Um, wow. I really like Kung Fu Panda though. I think Kung Fu Panda is pretty yeah, great, I think, but I, yeah, I do I think, think Wally -E is like great, one of the best yeah. movies ever made. Wally -E is really solid. There's a lot of great stuff. There's in -E. so much about it that's valuable. I think. Really? Yeah.
That shouldn't be controversial. Well, I, I mean, one of the fundamental things is just the amount of character that they managed to imbue this robot with is like incredible. I, I should probably um, clarify that the like if you broke Wally up into three chunks, where like the first chunk is Wally and like the girl robot running around Earth, I have like zero problem. That that's all really really good. It's mostly the third act that's just like running around on a spaceship that I found to be kind of incomprehensible. In what incomprehensible? They're just like not, I don't know, not enjoyable. Those like, two why, are very different things. Yeah, I mean both. It's like, why is this going on? I don't know. I think well, that well, I mean, the through line's pretty clear, right? They need to get the plant to the um, they need to get the plant back to the uh, to the to the bridge, the so that brain, they can yeah. reinitiate the thing to take everybody. So like the stakes are really yep, clear. Like if Wally fails, the robot's just going to keep taking control of the ship. And then they can never fix Earth. And then yeah. it just leads to like Wally. Oh yeah, that's something I guess I forgot. Sacrifice. The humans are like not just put on the path to end up where they are. They're basically forced to their uh, subtle coercion in terms of like if ever they tried yeah. to break out, it seems the robots would prevent them. Let's. So the problem I have isn't a narrative problem. It's like a tonal problem. It's like a What's completely tonal. It's just a completely different movie than the earlier movie. What? But okay, so I guess the first thing would be: is that strictly a problem? But also, I it's don't not think strictly I would a problem. I would. I mean, I'm not going to argue that like Wally is a bad movie. I just found it to be odd. I mean, like, so uh, let's go to a better example of a movie. Any that, less odd than like, where this is in... movie. Uh, well, like, um, I'd have to think about odd. them. I was just going to say like Predator. No, 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 they're, 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 Predator there's... is a good example, right? It's a, in the first act. It's a completely different movie from the next two acts. Wait, which which uh, Predator? Which movie? Oh, I, I haven't seen that. I mean, Jojo I, I usually, so I usually call it Hancock Syndrome because Hancock just like becomes a different movie halfway through. It's a pretty good example of a movie where there's this massive tonal shift that just didn't work. You guys disagree with that? I haven't or did you not Hancock. see Hancock? Oh, I'm oh, yeah. sorry. I, I, sorry. I've seen Hancock, yeah. In chat, the plant means nothing at the end. There's lots of plants just off of the side of the movie. Devalues it a bit. But the humans wouldn't have come back. Yeah, the that's the thing. The plant is to get them back. It doesn't to devalue Earth. anything at all. There would be no humans on Earth without the plant that Wally found. Yeah, like I. Yeah, I Earth would have recovered, but very, there'd be no people there. There was. It's very clear what the plant is supposed to do. That's what Eve was there to find. Was Eve the plant. was there looking for the plants? Yeah. She was scanning, found the plant, <laughs> went into lockdown. The ship came back to bring her back to the ship, so that the ship would take everyone back to earth yeah the, the, the utility of the plant was pretty obvious well yeah you seem so you take issue with it tonally i i i'm still I don't like see just how it does waiting for work, more I something i can hook onto because i just don't know <laughs> why would they need that plant i, I would they, need to go back they, I mean, the plant is how they know that earth is habitable again that's the whole yeah, yeah they, they need proof that they, something can grow and live on earth because otherwise they, they there's no reason to go back the plant yeah. is yeah I'll, I'll go back and rewatch it so I can articulate my thoughts better. I haven't seen this movie in sure. probably 12 years, so... It's, it's yeah, hard to give enough. you, like, a detailed it's analysis. Been that long. Yeah, because yeah, there are movies like Jojo Rabbit, which have extremely different tones, which is kind of like the point <clears> of the movie, in a way. Yeah, the movie and balances, like, dire grief film. and absolute comedy. Like, it's, uh... That's probably the go-to example for the peak movie of that kind it I've ever seen. Me. And yeah, you're right, because like, the, the ending quote tries to b basically make that point. Is it possible to have a successful, like, experience that way? Yeah, I, I need to watch Shoujo Rabbit. I've heard some interesting things Very about it. Very good. 
Yeah. I was particularly it's, impressed with that one. It's funny because it's in the Vosh video. I just didn't watch it. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, because of the, yeah. uh, the Hitler. Um, yeah, all the yeah, examples yeah. of people dressing up like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Taika Waititi makes a great Hitler. I will say that. He's a great Hitler. <laughs> yeah. That is that's such a weird thing. Is like you cast yeah. yourself as Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the man makes sacrifices for his art. Um, Jojo Rabbit was great. The reveal shocked me. Yeah, it's a very it's powerful scene. Reveal. Yeah. To reveal again. Um, Bringy, have you heard the rumors of Daredevil coming back? Yeah, yeah, I have, uh, and it gets me nervous. Yeah. Everybody yeah. apparently, like, uh, apparently the, the super recent rumor is there will be, like, a Daredevil project. Like, a dedicated did people, one. Did people not see that coming? Uh, well, I guess it's just, it seems like it's ramping up. Well, I mean, there's not, doesn't seem like there are going to be projects for a lot of the other uh, yeah. Netflix Marvel stuff. Like maybe Jessica Jones. I was gonna say Jessica Jones. That she'll be in She-Hulk. You'd think she gets an I invite. Think. Yeah, but you also think Luke Cage would get an invite, right? And then we don't seem to be hearing anything like that. Iron Fist seems to be What's totally that? out, and even Punisher too. Punisher too. Going for the uh, going for the see that coming. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing. But then we decided to take it seriously, which is fine. This is serious. Yeah, that's legitimately right? okay. Well, here's the thing. It was both. Like it, was, it was both serious and comedic all in one. It was a shmishmash of, you know, both. Well, it, I balanced two different tones. The tone of seriousness and the tone of humor. All into one. I'll tell you what, but, I think okay, it's, it's just, unbecoming of you to insult a blind person. Blind, sorry, I mispronounced it for a moment there. So, so there's, there's a distinction to be made between a movie that has, like... Let's say that uh, sometimes it's dark and sometimes it's, uh, you know, comedic and they're kind of balanced. The, the, like what I'm getting at is that one part of the movie is one thing and then it changes to something else and there's no like they don't cohabitate like it's like okay world, I guess have you have you seen the world's end uh yeah do you think that film because that film is like one thing in the first act and then it's a totally different film from then on I'm so the real problem here is cohabitate the word I'm assuming all he would say if he thinks it works is that it does and so we need to know what does it mean for something to cohabitate right. with another half well, I'm, I'm saying yeah, that like the, they're they're disconnected they're they're disconnected like it, they, there are lots of movies that would start happy and then like get sadder and lead into a sad experience and they're like connected but it would be quite odd to have a movie that's just like straight up comedic and then with no like transition it just you know takes on let's say a somber tone and then holds it without any comedy you know and there's like let's say there's 45 minutes of, of a comedic tone and then it just shifts and then it's 45 minutes of a somber tone you know with let's say an abrupt transition don't you think that in general that would be a sort of a disquieting experience i guess that i need more context i think would be would always yeah, be the the yeah, thing, and, like imagine if you had a film where I don't know, let's say that it starts off, it's like fifty percent happy and fifty percent sad, and that happens for no reason. It's like, oh, it's an, uh, you know, like an allegory for depression and how it can just sneak up on yeah, you. Yeah, it could be totally no you know. reason. And then, and, and then it's like, oh well, shit, that could be really valuable. And I try to. There's other ways to argue because it can get complicated if we don't have more 
mechanical specifics, if, if just for the lack of a better word. Like when I was trying to argue um, TFA right at the beginning, right? The you go from Tekka is assassinated to Post screaming no and shooting on like to account and try and kill the murderer, then dragged and he starts cracking jokes and then a whole bunch of people are just annihilated in the background and screaming. It's like. So this is at odds, and it's like, but why is it at odds? You can't just say it's at odds, right? And it's like, so... I think the arguments I made included, like... He goes from being so emotionally invested that he's practically killing himself to get the bad guy. And then he's just, like, telling jokes. Seconds later, feels really fucking quick and odd, considering how he's, like... I guess, characterized. And then, um... Just try and put the audience at ease in, like, a... It's more of a meta argument at that point that... Everything is so chill and like kind of fun, and then suddenly screaming hundreds of people as they're murdered. That was even a little yeah. bit strange for Star Wars in general. Not to say like because you know we had the Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen deaths, but it's a little bit different, I guess, when you when you see people screaming and just blasters just hitting them over and over again. It's like hmm. Um, yeah, like you don't witness the uh, aunt and uncle's suffering or you know torment. It's after the fact. It's done. Finished. And so like you can but with Wally, -E, like, when I watch that movie, it all flows for me. I would go, it's, he's entirely on his own, and we get the setting, and we understand the repercussions of, I guess, what they did to Earth, humans, went before they left. Then he gets, like, one person as company. But this person didn't just, like, arrive from nowhere. And, like, his mission then becomes, don't let her go. And then eventually he's dragged into her world. And then he realizes that it's his world, and he can do whatever he's gonna do to get them back like it, it to me it just uh it just all it is is expanding throughout instead of saying we're gonna consistently be a film about those two getting to know each other yeah. I'm, I'm flipping through it now so i can comment on it a bit more might be worth it to also, watch it and then get back to us yeah well i, I mean i can remember it by, by flipping through it but also just to comment on what rag said uh I didn't like The World's End for almost exactly the reason that you stated. I didn't. Oh, okay. I haven't seen The World's End. Wait, what reason? That it felt like two different movies kind of glued together. The, the yeah. Rack said that. I didn't no, he, 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 he didn't say it as being a bad thing. He said that it was a thing where there's like a distinction. Do you mean Fringy? No, I, I, I said never that. That was in the world. That was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh... Oh, that was, well, yeah. Oh, okay, so, but the th I'm assuming Fringy brought that up because it is that. Well, but I so brought is it up because I think it's a great example. And so is Shaun of the Dead. Um, yeah. They're all movies like, that have two movies glued together. Well, I think the big thing Wait. is like with the world's end is they are two very different types of things, but they are bound together very tightly by uh by both what's happening in the plot and uh, the theme as well. Yeah, Wait, I'd say so. How do, how does that apply to Shaun of the Dead? So Shaun of the Dead oh, is a, the a comedic, is like, like yeah. romance movie where a guy is trying to fix his relationship, and then it turns into a zombie movie. I, so Chad, Chad has a really good example, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, so Full Metal Jacket is a very similar thing. Um, obviously it's Kubrick, so I'm still fond of it, but not nearly as fond of that as I am of his other movies. But Shaun of the Dead? Mm -hmm. I don't know that it has a huge tonal difference. I mean, there's t it, it's a blending of genres for sure. Well, so you, you've been switching back and forth between genre or, or like like uh, what the movie's about to tone. Like, which one are we talking about? I'm not talking about I, I'm not talking about what it's about. I mean, like the the tone, which tone could be. I don't know I the, mean, the way that Molly's I, the way, tone ever which, changes. It's 
pretty lighthearted throughout. Yeah, I I would agree. Outside of when he gets crushed, but obviously that's like a climax of is he gonna make it? Uh, but again, if you ever wash it, it might be worth. Yeah, yeah, it, it's I, well, like, it's really hard for me to comment on Wally because I, I mean, legitimately, it's been twelve years since I've seen it. I would, I would go as far as it's more jarring for Shaun of the Dead because um, do you remember when they're all pretending to be zombies and walking through them, and it's very funny and it's just like chill, and then not yeah. long after, David's getting torn apart. Literally, his intestines are being spread all over the place by the same zombies. Yeah, but like, okay, so there might be a breakdown in communication. So Shaun of the Dead engages in a juxtaposition of like let's say, horror elements and comedic elements. Mm -hmm. But that juxtaposition exists throughout the entire movie, basically. I mean, there's a, I think there's like about 10 to 15 minutes in the opening before the zombie apocalypse happens. And then for the rest of the movie, and, and that first 10 to 15 minutes doesn't really have the horror elements. It's more comedic and lighthearted. But then the rest of the movie incorporates the juxtaposition of like horror elements with comedic elements. And it's very consistent. What I'm saying would be weird is if Shaun of the Dead was like 45 minutes of romantic comedy and then there's a shift and then there's 45 minutes of horror movie and there's no juxtaposition. It's just that you have two sort of distinct chunks that make sense on their own, but the, you know, there's like this transition point that is kind of, do you understand what I'm saying? Well, so it would be my counter for Shaun of the Dead if I was responding to me, um, but I'd also make that same counter for Wally. It, but it's, it's cohesive. Okay. I'll, I'll get back to you guys. I'll, I'll go rewatch it, and then I can either concede or uh, we can argue about it. <laughs> yeah, this, like, like, this put me in everything from a bug's life uh, to Toy Story. Um, like in, in you are suddenly parts, quiet again. No, it, I, I think I shifted myself. But yeah, it's to, oh, even stuff like Toy Story, you know, with the Sid, with well, Bugs Story's Life and Popper coming back. Um, there can be some. I don't think it. it well, yeah, doesn't um, seem to be any really different than a lot of the I other guess Pixar stuff. Without, because like an extreme, which you've been referencing, that we probably would just easily agree with, versus something like Wally, just makes us think like, why wouldn't other films qualify as having the same problem? Because I think Toy Story is a good example in terms of the movie at first is like two people competing to be an almost alpha toy, and, and Woody's being displaced, his identity's being questioned, but then. In like the third act, it's like a horror movie for toys trying to survive Sid and defeat him. Uh, yeah, I know that when I was a kid watching it, that was always one of the things about Toy Story that stood out to me was, oh, we're at this part now. There's oh, yeah, I, I, can, I can I can. There's some there's some validity to what you guys are saying. I'm, I'm understanding, um, but I don't count it as a negative for the movies at all. Well, so I was yeah, going to go well, further and say that um the movie that is 45 minutes of romantic comedy and then 45 minutes of zombie horror. I don't know that that would be a bad film. Well, that's actually Audition, if you've seen Audition. And that, that's what's funny is that's like one of, the, one of my only examples of a horror movie I liked. So it, it's hmm. certainly not a, like an a priori bad thing. It's like, oh, well, it did that thing. So it's bad. It's just that I remember in Wally, I found it jarring, but obviously I probably need to go back and <laughs> rewatch it. Well, if it's been 12 years, yeah, maybe you'll have a different experience maybe. this time around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's quite, quite, a, quite a gap. So I remember liking it in theaters, and I watched it again like shortly afterwards and didn't like it, and then I haven't seen it since. Well, what was cool is when I like met Fringy and we were just sharing our favorite things. I think we were both like favorite Pixar movie, and we were both like Wally. So we were like hey. Wally is um. So look, look. I think I think what's that, sir? No, go go ahead. Oh, it sounded like you had a question though related to it. No. All right. Uh, um, 
I think for me it was maybe it might also be a bit of bias because I really like science fiction space and stuff like that. So Wally is like the Pixar movie that leans most into that. But um, I just find that movie really impressive um, in a lot of different ways, especially as an animated film. Like it's super impressive in terms of how much they achieve with pretty minimalist, minimal dialogue, uh, super limited like emotional cues. Uh, a lot of ones that they sort of invented for themselves in the movie. Um, thematically, really strong. Um, and Wally is super endearing as a character. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree movie. with that. I mean, in terms of creativity, it is, I, I mean, I don't know how you would really argue that it isn't the most creative Pixar movie, at least up to that point. I, think, I can't really I think speak it, to some of the more recent ones because I haven't I seen love, them. I um, love just Wally and Eve's relationship. It's fucking yeah. really wonderful. Good. I would say that is one of the most creative ones. I remember when Inside Out came out, it's like, oh, it's so creative. The most creative one, like, since up. Oh, it's, like, it's not, it's not that creative. Like, it's... There's a little piss inside your head for every emotion you feel, and they take the wheel when you're feeling that the most. What? Emotions personified? What is this wizard? Well, that's... Well, and of course, uh, YMS, his review on Inside Out is like, that's... that's kind of a go-to one is it doesn't matter whether or not your high concept is creative if the story itself is very conventional and that yeah, movie is super conventional in terms of its plot beats inside out annoyed me so much <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm not a, I'm not a that huge movie. fan like that i for me that was a situation of this is like the best pixar movie in years and then i watched it and i was just like yeah it's okay uh yeah, it's i fine. mean like so when i was on uh when I was on Sitchin Adam, some, like a chatter asked me a book recommendation. My first thought was a reference book about uh, the psychology of emotion. It's like something I really care about. And it, oh, Inside Out butchered it so badly. Butchered the psychology so badly. Well, Inside so Out cringe. had a lot of weird things about it. Like the, the idea that you have these emotional like islands that form key parts of your personality that are very fixed and not malleable and that as you get like depressed or something those they're, they're gone they get destroyed like, yeah it's just yeah like, oh, and then like God. there is a train of thought and the train of thought is destroyed it's like does that mean that you no longer develop Have trains thoughts. of thought like it, the entire, yeah, and the then entire of, allegory is just yeah well it's it's really awkward because at the end of the film it's like oh so two of the emotions are like lost so she can't feel sad or happy Therefore, she emotionally shuts down to the point that she she is like basically not even a human being anymore. Like she she her autonomy is kind of gone. It's like that's weird in terms of implications on like psychology in this world. I think yeah. it's a problem of psychology is incredibly complicated, but you can't present these types of ideas in a kids' movie like without having to simplify. And then you just start having these questions. It's like, hmm, how does this world well, even, really work? Even just oversimplifying wouldn't be an issue. It's just presenting things in a way that's just nonsensical. Like, right? Well, that, yeah, that's the main thing. It's it's inconsistent. Yeah, I, I, looking at looking at Pixar's filmography, I have a scalding hot take, but I also haven't seen that movie in a while. So, what I'll is that? that? Oh my <laughs> god! Oh jeez! No, I, I'm just fucking do I'm, it. I'm, fucking do it. it. You, okay. The flip. I thought up. I thought up the was a straight flip. up fucking bad movie. Like up was so actually bad. Ooh. I, I think you. I think you'll find that you're not in like the worst company because I am hot, not hot. as big a fan of. It's it's kind of hot. It's it's, um, it's hot. It's, but it's, it's not a pretty like, hot take. It's just it's, it's a like, simmering. Yeah, I think, I think it's a hot take. Um, Most like, people the, say well, they like I mean, it. I I think that the like the first ten minutes of that movie is so yeah, beautiful okay. that people just forget that the rest of the movie doesn't make sense and is fucking stupid. 
That, that's my recollection of up. So I the problem is I don't remember as much about the the rest of the film not making sense. I just remember not being super impressed with uh it, with the rest of the film. My, no, my, my recollection yeah, it never stood out for me. My recollection is that everything to do with the antagonist is ridiculous. Like his motivation doesn't make sense. Like the logistics don't make sense. There's, maybe, there's so much about yeah, the antagonist that just don't doesn't make any sense at all. Um, that, that I don't remember the specifics, but. Yeah, it's it's weird because again, the first ten minutes of that movie is, I mean, it, you know, some of the best. It's it's like we were talking about uh, in Interstellar, where there's these chunks, or if you just take this like one scene, it's really good, but put it in the broader scope of the movie, and it's just like eh. it's nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And there like, are things I like about Up, like Doug. I like Doug. And I like uh, the 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 bird. Um, what's the name of the bird? Kevin. Again? Kevin. That's right. Yeah. That, that's they're her they're name. Fun. <laughs> oh, name name, that's right, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it it looks like Pixar fell off a long time ago. Actually, I thought this was recent. Well, so but... The uh the the meme, and again, YMS is the thing for me knowing about this is uh there was a day when a lot of the key people at Pixar went and got some. Oh coffee, yeah, the lunch. Yeah, the, the tail end of Toy Story. And they came up with a bunch of ideas that would basically be all of the films they made up until Wally. Wally was the last one. I, 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 yeah, I, about. I thought this in the theater seeing Wally because this, this was like the the trailer for Wally. They were like, this was yeah, the last yeah, one right, we discussed. Right, yeah. And I remember thinking about it. I'm like, well, what comes after that? Like, <laughs> well, that's the awkward part, right? Is it's like, hmm, a lot of you. Well, yeah, with no context for any of this, I would have told you my passionate adoration for Pixar ended with Wally. Same here. Um, I remember, yeah, I I remember it was, uh, Toy Story 3, though. I remember when I first watched it, I really liked it. I, yeah, I, I, come back I watched it and it was fine. Then I watched Adam's review of it, and I was like, oh, it's actually kind of... Yeah, um, yeah. Th that review is kind of like, it's, dude, it's just Toy Story 2 again, but worse. Yeah, Toy Story I, 2 is downright underrated, I think. Um, a I lot love of people Toy say Story that was 2. Cool. I, well, oh. I think it might be the best one. Might be. It might it's, be better than one. Yeah, that could be the case. Sure Brave, better than four. Oh, I saw, fuck four. I saw fuck Brave. Four's non-canon. <laughs> I saw Brave and I can't remember anything about it. There's I like don't bear. think I've seen Brave. Actually. I liked Brave, yeah. but that's it. I liked Brave. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then like Inside Out, it, it like viscerally offends me. And I don't think I've seen. <laughs> I, I mean, I actually, there's there's a lot of movies like that where they touch on something I know a lot about and they just fuck it up and it really pisses me off. Like, I remember back in the Rotten Tomatoes forums, this will show you how old I am. I was like bitching on the Rotten, I don't even think they exist anymore. I was bitching on the Rotten Tomatoes forums about Darren Aronofsky's pie like 15 years ago, about how fucking bad that movie is because it just fucks up every single, anything related to math in that movie is just garbage. I'm sorry, chat, if you like pie you don't know anything about math it everything is wrong like literally everything you take any any individual time they mention anything math related is wrong it's just like staggering the incompetence it's also like it's almost like they tried to make everything wrong um but yeah like i yeah it was incredibles too good i didn't see it no, uh, yeah, no. I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of that movie dude i'm i'm pretty sure because we'll get around to it with that movie someday we're probably going to absolutely annihilate that film well i mean it's just compare it to the first movie where it's all working so well this yeah, movie's first fucking one's great. A masterpiece, well, the first, one's, but... the first one is like it's it's up there with with Wally in terms of like the best Pixar. I'd say so. They're usually that's the only one that could challenge the throne for me. What Toy Story two? Incredibles. Ah uh, no. Oh the Incredibles. Uh, Incredibles. 
think for, I, I would, yeah, if you had, if you had asked me, I, challenge it. I, I think, I, I think I would have listed off my three favorite Pixar's as Finding Nemo Incredibles and, uh, what would be the third? I do love Probably Finding Nemo. Probably honestly. For me, I'm going to go with, um, Wally, Incredibles, and Ratatouille, but I, that's a, there's a damn. lot of big ones up there. The, the problem is I'm sitting here I'm and not going like, to stress too much about specific top threes when there's so many that are great. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing is basically everything they were making like up until Wally, Cars is, and even Cars, like I'm pretty sure Cars if we rewatched it'd be like, that's a good movie. I'm sure Cars is fine. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. not that bad. I mean, it's like the the problems, the problems I remember with Cars were conceptual problems of like the world building of a world with nothing but cars. Wow. Like, <laughs> who's changing the oil <laughs> stuff like that? And, and like, I was noticing that even the first time I saw it. But I think if you can overlook that, it's not really that bad. And they do try and answer some of that stuff. They have like car adaptations for a lot of things. But yeah, it is just, hard to make that whole world, yeah. It's just sort of nonsensical, yeah. I mean, it's a thing that we built for us. Why would it exist without, yeah. Um, I'm fine accepting a premise like that. Um, oh my god, that was does raise a lot of. But it's very. Sometimes you see a lot of the things in it, and you're like, okay. You're just like, okay, I guess. All right, all right. Um, oh, was Luca good? I've not I seen. I haven't seen it. that. I'm pretty sure Adam gave it like a four out of ten. Luca. Oh. Yeah, it's the. It's oh, that one. one. Yeah, I haven't yeah. even. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I mean, boys on a beach or something like that. I think That's it's like the, the summer holiday in like Mediterranean town, but also that like sea creatures, something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to see Soul because that's the con that's the the one where it's like <laughs> that one got raped. I remember that first trailer when you see that first trailer for Soul. It's like it looked like. What was that? Jesus, and I think I remember hearing canonically there was a 9 11 in the Cars universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did make Here, that. Here, let me look it up. They made that Planes movie, didn't they? Oh my. Wait. This can't be real. That'd be so fucking funny. Jesus. I'm on, a, I'm on an FBI watch list now and Googling 9 11 Cars universe. <laughs> World War II happened in the Cars universe. There's a whole Reddit thread about it. How did. How do they figure these things out? How like, do you know? Yeah. Get... Yeah. References I missed, I guess. Oh, apparently it's supposed to be a shit post. That's what the comments are saying. Oh, of course mm. it is. Like, why would Pixar ever <laughs> put in any information? Well, they wouldn't have to confirm that, that they could confirm something that means that had to have happened, you know? Right, maybe, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like the Car Patriot Act? Who knows? A, a particular <laughs> policy? What What about a make of car that only existed as a result of certain events, you know? The freedom car. Yes. Oh, there's um, a Buzz Lightyear movie? Ooh. Um, yep. Yeah, Sorry about that. with Chris What's Evans a... playing Buzz Lightyear. Yep. What's this whole thing? I had to, I had to take care of something real quick. So it's directed by Pete Docter. That's good. Yep, yeah, but... <laughs> Having Buzz Lightyear and not Tim Allen's voice Bird. feels so bad. Brad Bird directed Incredibles 2, so... Mm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you're supposed to be a Duma. Join us in the realm of even if it's someone we <laughs> trust, it could still be awful. Oh, I, I'm... Yeah, I mean, I, 
I'm so pessimistic about movies, I don't watch them anymore. I just go back and rewatch all the shit I like. Because what's the fucking point? Every time I go watch a movie, it's like fucking Shang-Chi. And you're sitting here telling me it's not even that bad. Compared to the other, I'm like, what the fuck else movies are they making? Where this is acceptable. Holy fuck. That's like, the point yeah, we're at, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty fucking pessimistic about movies. And, it, and it's especially like, it's especially soul crushing to me to know that, that like the market for the kind of movies that I really like just seems to be dead. Because the people who invest in movies only want to make Marvel movies, like, ugh. Well, Marvel movies are safe in terms of making money, and why would you take- It's one of the things that people talk about, that, like, high-concept original science fiction films are kind of- There's a lot less of them now, because Marvel is much safer in that regard. Well, the thing is, it's not- I mean, there, there should be other genres of movie, like, you would think, for example, that if you have, like, a romance film that has certain, like, very, very, um- you know attractive leads that you know audiences love that it would just make a bare minimum of money period so you could guarantee a return and like the production cost of a movie like that isn't terribly high so you would think that would exist and it just mostly doesn't like there was the neil blancamp or not neil blancamp what's that dude's name um made sam neil a mar marriage story? neil armstrong no, Mar i'm talking about, I'm talking about marriage story there's a couple of movies like marriage story but it's pretty rare and that's like, comparatively it's more of a, <laughs> in terms of romantic comedy, my story is uh... well, not, not romantic. Did I say comedy? Sorry, <laughs> just like ro romance in general. Uh, oh, Noah Baumbach. Why did I? How did I mix that up? But yeah, like I don't know. They're just the mid-tier stuff is where you, we, we get to use, where we used to get a lot of our really good movies. You know, like the five to fifty million dollar range, and it just seems to be going away, which is yeah. really disappointing to go but we get one more batman movie a year oh boy everyone's real excited for that one <laughs> i'm curious about it i'm very curious i'll be curious about it yeah. i hope it's good yeah because especially the last how many of the last bat so okay let's go back so Zack snyder's justice league mm -hmm. batman vs superman mm -hmm. um dark knight rises Man of bat. and the Dark Knight, so that's the last four Batman movies, right? Then Batman Begins, yeah. And then but you go back to... But also the Lego Batman movie, well, which yep, I liked. Well, well, I'm saying, how many of the... And especially, I, was, I guess in my mind I was thinking live-action movies with Batman in it. How far back do we have to go to get a good one? I was just well, looking maybe, at the... Maybe it's Lego Batman. Are, are any of the DC movies good? I guess Wonder Woman 1, maybe? Uh, no, it's terrible. No. <laughs> no. Go 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 watch our EFAP movies coverage. We we blew the lid on that one. We yeah. I don't. It, it was it was funny because we've we've changed minds on that. I think a significant amount, honestly. Like because it, it was just commonly agreed upon that Wonder Woman one was really good and that Gal Gadot was a good actress. Where the fuck did that come from? I, well, I, I didn't say I didn't say any of that. It's just like my my expectations for comic book movies are abysmally low. So if I like. If I watch it and I at the end of it I wasn't like wow I feel miserable that it gets a good review for me it's like hey six out of ten I was mm -hmm. sat through it I didn't you know? fall like, asleep that's, or that's about, want to kill myself that's, yeah legit that's about where I'm at with Wonder Woman one it was like okay that was fine not it, it, I, were people saying it wait people said Gal Gadot was a good actress and it was like amazing was, there was, was, this, that, was that a thing it was pretty hilarious um, it couldn't have been timed better on our I think it was a New Year's stream for Wonder Woman last year. Um, I collected a whole bunch of clips, and uh, we made the point that she's really bad at acting. And then we showed ones from Wonder Woman 84, and then Wonder Woman, the first one. Including, but not limited to, her fucking... The way she, she ex 
exclaims no is embarrassing, like, all the time. She can't do it properly. And then, like, um, we went through all of that, and then, like, five minutes later, um, a friend of ours joined in just to have a chat. One of the first things he said was, like, Ah, oh, Gal Gadot's, uh, she's, she's great as Wonder Woman. She's a really good actress. And we were like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> she is a shit-tier actress, but she is hot, so. She's, like, one of the worst that are working today. She, she really is one of the worst actresses, <laughs> maybe, of all time. That's it, funny. Red, Red Letter Media had like made a comment like, "I don't want to see a movie with her." And then I think they reviewed Wonder Woman one, and they were like gushing over it. And they were like, "Oh, I guess I we had to were... go breakfast at Tiffany's just to refresh my mind that women can act." <laughs> oh God! We go. I killed Bill. Yeah. Well, um, there's plenty of. Yeah, I mean, I could have chosen from many movies, yeah. but Breakfast Tiffany's the one that happened. I don't think um, I've ever seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. Do you remember the part in Justice League Funny where? Face. She says, why? Because of your guilt? <sighs> <laughs> why? Because yeah. of your guilt. Um, apparently, though, I, I looked up the 9-11 cars thing. Uh, so there is, so there's planes. And I think planes happened is in the cars universe. And okay. in planes, oh, no. apparently it is, it is canonical that World War II happened. <laughs> so there was a there was a car Hitler, a car Holocaust. <laughs> what? There was a Pacific War with cars. And a, there was a car D-Day. Yeah, cars could... nuked Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I can see there how that got... There was a cars rape of Nanking. I can understand how that would have gotten confirmed because of the, the particular fucking vehicles and stuff, right? And then there's, there's probably some characters that, like, I fought in the war, you know? Um, That's so <laughs> awkward. Yep. So... Uh, someone said there are no. Oh, someone at someone's chat said there are no twin towers in the Cars universe. And all I'm saying <laughs> no. is, where did they go? Where did they where go? Where did they go? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I just saying, where did they go? Oh, Jay mentioned man. Wrinkle in that is, Time. That is a top yeah. meme. Wrinkle in Time low key confirms that Hitler did nothing wrong. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. It was the it. Remember that movie? That's a one out of ten. That's a, that's a that's a solid one out of ten movie. If mm -hmm. we ever have to say what's a one out of ten, don't never forget Wrinkle in Time. And we happened. never have to see it again because we've got it all on record. Go just that's go search right. for it. It's all there. Um, so what I'm hearing is with a set of lawn darts, I could be the most dangerous character in the MCU. Lawn darts? What does that have to do with anything we were talking about? I've completely forgotten. I I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. Lawn darts. Mm-hmm. I I know of them and how they were very dangerous toys from back in the day, but I I don't. Yeah, I've Wait. never used lawn darts. Are there? Someone in chat said, are, are, "Are there are there car death scenes?" And like the car sequels, you I, like see cars die. I think don't they crash at some point? Since you do see quite quite a bit of carnage, right? Yeah, ranks the carnage. Oh God, carnage. I, yeah, man. Yeah, this is because of carnage. This is just, yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. It's where, it's where the word called just carnage. It's so weird. Oh yeah, Doc died. I think I remember that. Yeah. From the first cars, because I only saw the first cars. No, they I said they said it's in Cars Two. Doc dies in Cars Two, is what chat's saying. Man. Okay. Apparently, Rod Torque, Rod Torque Redline. What's that? It's, I guess he's a he's a character who dies in Cars 2. Oh, okay. It's a <laughs> yeah. I 
I how do you kill a car? What parts do you have to remove from it? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, like die. The, it's like the ship what? of Theseus. Like what how many what if you replace Engine. all the parts on a car? Well, Is it still the well, car? Well that's well, it's it's not so much. I'm not 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 from like an identity perspective, but in terms of a human, like you know what parts are vital, and the, you, there's limits, right? But with a car, what parts of the car give it? Does it is it a battery? You know, is it a battery? Is it the? Because I assume without an engine, a car is is actually fine. It just can't go yeah. anywhere. But I would I would assume that's, that like that's, a that's quite like spark plugs. Are those the vital thing that if a car does not have spark plugs, it cannot live? Someone said the engine. I already addressed the engine. Um, <laughs> but we'll maybe send it in late. But I think that without it, you would th you would think engine, but the engine just makes it move. Like even if a car doesn't have an engine, theoretically, you could still it could still have power with a battery in it. You know. The the question well, of like it, where is the the what makes them who they are stored in a car exactly like. Yeah, and our new have cars, cars have that souls? have. I oh definitely. Cars yeah. obviously have souls. Um, yeah. Definitely have they have souls. It's in the glove box, but when it comes <laughs> to where a car oh in the old cars that don't have like electronic parts and things like that, how do they in the new cars that do have electronic parts do their like I I'm saying it cars. It raises a lot of questions, you know, a lot of questions. That I do. That'd These do. are questions that shouldn't have been asked. What did you do, Pixar? <laughs> what did oh, you no, do? They they didn't ask. The, I asked the questions. They just they. <laughs> I feel like we were given a lot of answers. They rose the scenario in which the questions were birthed. How do cars? Do cars have the term horsepower if there are no animals in car? Well, I guess there are sort of animals, but are there horses in are cars? Do they even have horsepower as a term in cars if there are no horses? Because I think there's like little car pigeons and stuff. But... Pigeon power. By the way, I believe robots. I can I could agree with robots before cars as a premise. Yeah, that seems fair. There's this hilarious shirt. Um, I, I might buy it because it's just it just appeals to me somehow. And it's it was um, it's like Christian moms against Big Weld, and it just had Big Weld <laughs> with a circle and the line through it. And it was just makes no sense. <laughs> and that car made, oh. that shirt made me laugh. Christian moms against Big Weld. This is a, this is a very specific fight, but a fair fight nonetheless. You get. I them. think it's like a committee. It's like a committee thing. Like you have, you have moms against. Like you have mm -hmm. gas, right? Grandmas against Superman, yeah. of course, and things. You know. So I was thinking, oh my god, is this the Christian moms <laughs> against Big Weld? So according to Reddit, there are no animals, but there are cars that look like animals. So they're like what? tractor cows and VW so they're Beetles. They're sapient and sentient. If they're not like distinguishable in the animal sense, they're not animals. They're just differently bodied actual cars like with well, like, well, like souls and there's like vw beetles that are like beetles so they're like tiny cars i think wait oh what in the world i just don't know what to make of all that um yeah vw so beetles cars universe here so what are the racist words in the cars universe um. <laughs> yeah here, here you go this is these are the animals in the cars universe they're cars they're with just... wings they're just cars with rings and antennas. That's creepy. 
I don't know why. It is very creepy. I don't... My mind has a hard time... Just have it be an actual beetle, I feel, at that point. Just mm -hmm. say that there are bugs in the Cars universe, you know? No, it doesn't hurt you. It's fine. Yeah, like, the Cars are the sapient creatures on the planet. And... But there are, like, animals. There are out there in nature. There's bugs and... Squirrels and... What really antelope. is begging... It's, it's begging a plot like Prometheus, where you wonder who came to this planet and sowed the seeds of sentient cars. <laughs> maybe it was like, the car did, did gods. Cars evolve? Maybe, the car God, maybe car gods were as eternal as the universe. Maybe they always were. Maybe the great engine in the sky, uh, the eternal horsepower, who, uh, uh, maybe the great, uh, the great drive shaft that cranks the life of the universe. The, in the, the ethereal of mists of the universe, yeah. Man, the spirit I, of cars are just intrinsic to this planet. Right? Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's fabric of the universe, or something like that. One of those things that people say. Yeah. Having having brought up a controversial subject, uh, how how much did you cars? guys get upset by Prometheus? 9-11? No, Prometheus. Oh, okay. Because 9-11 is not that controversial. We're all pro-9-11 here. Yeah, but Prometheus is much more about, controversial. Yeah, Prometheus. I remember seeing that in the theater, and... It's one of those movies where, like, there's individual little things I like in it, but they're all just isolated things. I it's like the same it way with Interstellar. I well, I, I this was this is one of the few movies. There's a couple where, like, I don't like talking about them with most people because I know they're gonna like it and we're gonna get a fucking argument. And like Prometheus <laughs> was like one of the first ones where I saw it in theaters and I was just like, like legitimately offended what? at how bad it yeah. was. And then I had to like go around to my friends and they'll be like, oh, it's great. Have you seen Prometheus? And it was just like, oh, dude. Prometheus like, was um, uh, a movie where I was noticing problems, but I kept like reassuring myself that for every individual problem I found, that was just one in a fine movie. You know? Yeah. And then I thought just about like it and I was like, wait, what do I even like? And I was like, fuck all, basically. Yeah. The one, the one thing about Prometheus I like is like the... The idea of like having some creator aliens you have to go find that's kind of a cool plot but no, i mean nothing else <laughs> well <laughs> that's the first minute like, so. <laughs> that's the first minute of the movie yeah carnage uh, is a far just... better marvel villain of 2021 man is carnage gonna be good what do you reckon is he gonna be is he gonna be our steppenwolf maybe yeah maybe, maybe. who knows is that still the current? Is he still currently somehow the top DCEU villain? Um, no. Or was it Ocean Master? Right, I like Starro more. Well, I was gonna say, wouldn't think, oh, yeah, Thinker right. and Starro are better than him, right? Yeah, Starro. Yeah. Because my brain didn't even Doesn't think about having the Suicide no. Squad being yeah. in the DCEU because it's like there's really great things in there, so it can't be in the DCEU. That's just that's not right. Not possible. It's not possible. That's not true. That's impossible. Bucky's robo arm is cooler. Uh, than the rings? Yeah, I agree. It's just a robo arm. Not even like doesn't really do anything other than is an arm that is strong. Arm and be robotic. Yeah. There's an arm that is strong. A single ring, and they put finger in brackets. Oof. Can bring the heat of the core of a star. All ten rings can make you punch really hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's the difference between the finger rings and the arm rings, I guess. Uh, what are your favorite video games and movie soundtracks? Also high rags. Should we do one? Hello! Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, let me see. 
my favorite, let's say, video game soundtracks. And um, film soundtracks. Pick one, I guess, for now, each. Space Jam. <laughs> now, a lot of this will be related to whether or not it's like, look, for instance, I love Civ 4 as a soundtrack, soundtrack, but that's like, they. it's a lot of classical pieces and things of that nature. You know, it's not, wasn't made for the game. So very homoerotic, maybe we should keep yeah. it to, yeah, it is very homoerotic, like most classical music is. That's my fascination with it. But let's say it's one of those, like, it needs to be composed for the game. It's not just like a, you know, just use songs from elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, I might go, I, I know The Witcher 3 is certainly up there. There's some really smooth tunes in that. Um, ooh, Halo, though, has got really great stuff throughout. Um, Stellaris has got some sweet you beats. You totally the broken the point of this. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got carried away. I got carried away. And now you're not answering. <laughs> so like, oh, for, sorry. Oh, oh wait. Which which just, one? Just, I, yeah, just pick, pick one. one. Just pick one. Oh, ah, uh, Witcher three. And movie. Hmm. Fellowship of the Ring. I mean, you probably could have gone with Lord of the Rings, but um. Oh, you... I guess we're just yeah, Lord of the Rings in general, yeah. Uh, but if I had to pick a specific one, um, any particular reason? First. Um, uh, foundations of stone and the breaking of the fellowship uh, are probably the two of my personal favorite bangers from that one. But it's it, it's just I I probably think that it edges it out um, for favorite. But they're all just so good. It's one of those how could you possibly choose? Ah, so mm, that's fair. Um, uh, should go right to left then? Oh, so, Bloodborne. It's like one of my favorite soundtracks. Freaking excellent songs throughout that game. And they're all made for the game. But then, just Soulsborne in general. They have really, really good tracks. True out. As for movies... Hmm... I could throw a curveball and say Interstellar. Well, I mean, it's got a great soundtrack, so I'm not sure that. Yeah. That's what well, that could be a curveball for anybody who doesn't think that I would uh, oh, say that. I guess. That <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, um, there's a lot of choices to make, but yeah, those are just two I could go with for those. Yeah, I will also add the caveat: plenty of choices we could go for. Um, Halo, like yeah, <laughs> it's a series has great music. Um, film. Uh, you know what? I'll go with Star Wars. As oldie but a goodie. Whole saga or any particular movie wins out? Um, if I had to pick one, it'd be Revenge of the Sith. So many good tracks. Oh, there we go. Duma, you're next. Uh, for movie, <clears throat> for movie, I would say Space Jam or Amadeus. The two movies that have a lot in common. It's just, it just sounds funny. <laughs> Space Jam and Amadeus. It's like a meme. Yeah. Amadeus and Space Jam. <laughs> very well. Uh, I mean, they're both very reputable films. That, Come you know, on, it's glam. If you very want serious discussion. All right, what about uh, games? For, for video game, I would say a game that no one is going to know called Lufia 2. It's a Super Nintendo game that I just am very nostalgic for. I love the music in that game. I've heard of it, not played it, though. Yeah. I think Mel might have played it. Hmm. Um, yeah, there you go. I kind of left out choices that felt like cheating. Like, if I said, oh, Super Smash Brothers, like, well, that's not fair. That's just, like, all the music from all the games. 
No. Um... Oh, Maniacal Forner recognized it. Lufia 2 OST, correct. Yeah, it's excellent. I'm sorry, but my 5'7", 130-pound rear is getting folded like a lawn chair by Mike Tyson. Okay. Finish! I'm going to give an honorable mention to Animal oh. Crossing Wild World. I guess that... I really... Animal Crossing has a We can't do honorable mentions. Team. We'll be here forever. Yeah. We can. We could, you guys can just not give honorable mentions. We can carry on. But I just... I think that this, there's a lot of simplicity to a lot of the Animal Crossing... You just agreed with uh, what I said. <laughs> Well, no, that's fine. Um, and so, uh, I by the way, uh, I heard that some of the Animal Crossing tracks were inspired, some of them heavily, from a band called Yellow Magic Orchestra, a Japanese band, and I listened to some of their stuff, and there's some pretty distinct influences that you can hear. But Animal Crossing's got some great mood music, especially when you get into the later parts of the night, and it's a lot more calm and... It has everything from peppy stuff, and I think that the Wild World, um, the theme song, like the menu, is just, it's a really gorgeous song. Uh, and this one was from the DS. So, so I, I, I have to actually change my vote to Minecraft. Minecraft soundtrack is... Oh, amazing. you're actually That's right. That's a bad choice. Yeah. I, I, just, I just realized we missed, we missed out on that. Yeah, the Minecraft soundtrack is like... Legitimately, the main reason I played a game. So we haven't missed out on anything. <laughs> you could only name one. So like, what? <laughs> if by that logic we missed out on fucking, I, I, we missed out I, on I'm a lot. Um, yeah, because we could we could talk about that for ages. So I was gonna say fun. like, as we're all aware, there are incredible amounts of incredible soundtracks through in all kinds of films and games. I just lose my mind here. It's fine. I'll survive. You can miss out if you want. Um, see, <laughs> so yeah, I guess the the point being made though was that if Mike Tyson was going to fight the second best fighter in the world, or a Randy who has no experience, like yeah, Mike Tyson's going to annihilate the Randy. And it's like, yeah. well, no, nah, but the Randy might, you know, do something unexpected. <laughs> like, good luck, I guess. Um, was it Shad or Skullthar? Shad or Skulther that said luck is a very real thing? Skulther? Who the fuck is Skulthar? <laughs> Let me check Skulthar. I just don't uh, remember having Skulthar on Eve. Uh I I don't know. Is this is this um This is this uh Skulthar here? Is that the is that Skullthar? I don't recognize him if he's come on EFAP before, but yeah. hey. Well, he's Skullthar of Dringu 4. Um, is apparently... But I... Yeah, I don't... Um... Yeah, I don't know. But was it Shadow Skullthar that said luck is a very real thing? Like, even a peasant with a pitchfork can get lucky against a knight in a full plate. That's something that we would never deny that. That's possible. Yeah, it is well, I mean, of course possible. possible. There, is, yeah. there is no law of the universe that would prevent that from happening. However, dot dot dot. I, I know a good example in Edge of Tomorrow, where Tom Cruise is beating up like a whole group of three or four guys because he knows exactly where they're going to throw their punches and stuff. Um, I'm, obviously, that's specific to time travel, but at the same time, like the it means that theoretically you could pull it off. You know, it's going to be really hard though. Have you seen videos of like where um, three people? There was a video I saw recently where three people are breaking into a guy's house. 
And like, one of them is already searching for stuff, the other one's only halfway through the door and there's one outside. He like, punches the one who's searching for stuff and he's like, disoriented. Then the other one comes in to be like, no, what did you blah? Then like, punches him twice, gets punched, punches him again, then the initial guy punches him again as he's getting up to date. Then the third guy comes in, what the fuck's going on? Then punches him, and then the three of them try to escape. It's just like, it was 1v3, technically, but, you know, it's, that's how it could happen. And good on him, because he didn't get stolen from. Do you guys eat mac and cheese with a fork or a spoon? Uh, I prefer fork. Or a spoon. Okay, because I'm, I'm, I'm fork as well. Um, I'm thinking about the uh, the end game, you know? If the end game? Yeah, if there's a, a lot of stuff that the fork can't help me out with at the end. But then again, maybe you just have both of them. Because I... Because I, because someone, someone asked me, which I prefer, and I told them fork. Um, and then they showed me a picture of all the like Velveeta, Kraft, Market Farms, or whatever, and Annie's. There's different brands, and they're all they all have spoons on them. And I was asked, well, why do all the boxes show a spoon? And I say, well, I think it's just because a spoon, because all of the spoons are being used to display the product. And I said, I think it's just because a spoon can hold more in any more presentable manner, which is best for, you know, advertising mm. and the marketing of it being on the box. To be honest, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Spork was uh, pop possibly popular for that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't like the feeling of eat like my lips and tongue dragging over the spoon when I'm eating mac and cheese for some reason. I just don't like that. I don't mm. care for I'd rather just have a spoon. Maybe it's because I don't want to have too much cheese by itself gathered. I, I, I like my mac and cheese with light cheese, not heavy cheese. I'm, I like more mac than cheese, you know, ratio-wise. Maybe that's the thing about it. I mean, you don't have to drag your teeth across the spoon, right? Or the fork? Well, not not teeth. It's like when you close your lips around the, you know, the the spoon. Um, okay, I guess I think I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I don't know something about it. I just, I just don't really care for it. I just thought maybe I'm not a cheesy guy. Like I don't like liquidy cheesy stuff. Then again, a cheese dip is okay, but even then, I don't know. Like it's, it's strange. Something about it. I don't know. I will, I will say, though, that if the mac and cheese is shaped like superheroes, it does objectively taste better. Superheroes, huh? Yeah. What about Alphabet? Alphabet? Um, dinosaurs. Nah, too, too educational. Uh, but the superhero thing, by the way, applies not just to shapes of superheroes, but to their logos as well. All right, then. Um, Wait, Maul, are you getting dumpstered right now in Mario Party? I never win this game. It's like impossible. The computer just never seems to fail. It grabs and drops, grabs, drops while I'm like struggling to get the right fits. It's just, I can't compete, you know? But any any tapping A game, oof, I'm gonna dominate. You can rest assured of that. Uh, so yeah, um... Okay, every death that happens after the first game is Joel's fault, Mark Twain. Oh, I that's figured, a, that's yeah. a, I don't think Doomer will understand that. Uh, I, yeah, well, he'll I understand, understand it. He'll understand half of it. Not aware <laughs> of, uh... I'm, not, I'm not tracking something about that statement. Well, Mark Twain said it. Uh, he was a big fan of 
The Last of Us 1 and 2, and he said that um, the second game shows that every death that happens as a result of, you know, the first game, meaning all events ever, uh, are Joel's fault. Um, Fair enough. Incisive commentary. I didn't agree with Mark on that one, but that's fine. Uh, why would you cover Plinkett's PT reviews on 166? Oh, they really want us to do it. Really want us to do it. 166, how many is that from now? We're on 155, right? So, I guess... 11. That's well, I guess, I two months 10. in a week. They cover what? They want us Plinket to cover Plinkett's PT reviews at some point, yeah. See how they hold up, you know. Don't worry, we're um we're, we're pretty big fans of RLM, me and Rags, so it's not like we're actually hunting him down. Just it's some requests for this. I, I I remember really enjoying them, but I think, especially the Revenge of the Sith one, if I remember correctly, had some issues. But That's the one that I think would be the most interesting to cover because I think he got a little bit desperate to shit all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why Revenge I of the Sith. And by the way, you don't need yeah. to be desperate to shit all over that film. No, because none of the prequels are good. Dun dun dun. However, easily Revenge of the Sith is the best. Do you say they're not as good as the sequels? Yeah. Do you believe that or are you trolling? Do you really believe <laughs> trolling? that? Trolling? Okay. You will be punished. Okay. Well, I, be I like, I, like I told you, I haven't even seen The Last Jedi. I've only seen your review of it. And so, I don't even know what the third one's called. Uh, do you know that Sitch has said he might have changed his mind by now about the prequels and sequels? Really? Well, he, he was giving the first pretty time or it changed again. He was pretty soft on his arguments, if I recall correctly. I always his media arguments are strange, right? I'm calling you out, Sitch. You may I, I had like a whole bunch in a row with him and Adam. And uh you, you know what? Stick to politics, guys. <laughs> 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 no, That's true, we had a disagreement about Muppets. See? You know what I mean? Are you pro or anti Muppets? I was firmly anti Muppets. What? Why? <laughs> I don't like them. Like all of them, even yeah, Gonzo and them. Kermit and all Kermit of them. Is, Kermit is okay. I don't like Gonzo. I can deal with Kermit. Have you seen? Well, have you seen Muppets in Space? No, because that's that's very heavily centered around Gonzo. He's arguably the protagonist of Muppets in Space, and I was like, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you want me? You want me to watch Muppets in Space? <laughs> I, so we I can that... see if I like a Muppet. Willing to see Space Jam, but not Muppets in Space. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, Space Jam 1 is, um... Whatever you say, it'll apply to Muppets in Space. <laughs> and by the way, chat, the only reason I mention this is because this pissed off their chat so badly when I shit on Muppets. The entire chat was like, kick Doomer, ban Doomer. <laughs> For like 15 minutes, it was pretty funny. What have we got here? We got... Castigate yeah. this beastly degenerate. So yeah, you know, it's generally positive in chat. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so anyway, the great Mu the great Muppet Wars. Wait a minute, are you what? guys telling me that Mein Kampf wasn't a manga? Then what was the anime based on? Um, that's I, I don't I don't know what to tell you, man. It's just fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your take on Space Jam One? I remember That's liking it, but I, I don't know how much it's going to hold up mechanically. I'd fuck the shit out I of don't... Lola. Yes, you would. Well, I mean, that, that goes without saying. Yeah, I, 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 that's that's one of those movies where I'm tempted to say, like, I don't think objectively it's good, but I kind of like it. 
I'm pretty sure I, okay. I like it. Yeah, I, I doubt um, if I rewatch that, I'm gonna have fun memories of when I watched it as a kid, and and it's all very like wholesome and silly. Yeah, it's it's a very difficult movie to take seriously. I think I was kind of I was kind the, of wondering. So like the, you, the, the new one's much more like commercialized in a, in a strange sense, even though the first one sort of is too. But it just feels much like the creativity has been sapped out of it, from what I've seen. Yeah, I. I the only the only coverage of Fish M2 I saw was like some YouTube review of it. It was really really hostile. So YMS is probably, probably not very good. Yeah, it was probably YMS. YMS fucking hated it. You could tell he was struggling to contain himself. <laughs> Yay, DK's punching a child again. Super super cringe. So I'm I'm wondering with um the way that you look at movies, how do you evaluate comedies? Because in a comedy, often. Like whether or not things make sense isn't, I guess, as important as in like a drama or something like that. Um, I think you could like, still like, easily of... break down characters for consistency in comedies, as well as um. Oh sure. I think that there's a there's a skill to jokes as well. You can argue for yeah. layers or whatever else, and then some jokes can actually like fall flat or be not fucking like literally like they they fucking screwed up their understanding of the joke or whatever versus ones that are like really complex. Um, yeah. So there's, there's things to talk about, but it can be complicated. Yeah. What, what do you think about Tropic Thunder? I adore that movie. Yeah, it's in my top 25. I legitimately love it. I actually rewatched it recently, and I was actually more impressed. I think it went up in my estimation compared to what it was last, last I saw it. Yeah, here's here's a hot take, chat. Ben Stiller is a very good screenwriter. I mean, it, like, actually it still blows my mind good. that he wrote that. I was just like, it's it's not... Like, it's not bullshit, the movie, I mean. Yeah, it's, and uh, he also wrote Zoolander, if I recall correctly. And Zoolander also had pretty good writing. I mean, it's really good character writing in Tropic Thunder, too. It's not just, like, bullshit people just there to facilitate, like, other jokes. They're all going on, um... I, I feel like they represent some of the, like, the larger stereotypes of, like, actors working in Hollywood and the journeys they're going through as a result of their careers falling apart. Yeah. It's really it's cool just, to break it's it a down shockingly, It's a shockingly good movie. It doesn't seem like it would be, but... Yeah, because there's loads of really crude humor in it, but, uh, you know, because that can put people off completely, I think. Which is fair, I just, you know. Yeah, I would understand that. I, I had, uh, I, I had such a weird experience. I have a, uh, a family member who's, like, very Christian, and he asked me for, like, movie recommendations that would be family-friendly. And, like, out of my folder of 250 movies, I think I came up with, like, 11 that, like, weren't, <laughs> that weren't, like, violent or profane. I was like... Film is such like a violent medium. It's, it's hard to find a movie that isn't like a ton of swearing or like well, a bunch of people getting Pixar just movies, killed. Just tell them to be specific. Say more or less gory and violent than the Bible. <laughs> good, good point. Um, it's weird that Disney keeps trying to appeal to China, but this and Mulan, they keep half, half-assing the Wuxia and Xinjia elements. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely pronouncing all that wrong. Uh, they should go full out. What if they lose their market when they do that? Just woke up for day three of my makes 21st bender in Wagga Wagga. Can't listen now, but looking forward to listening on the drive home. Alrighty. Hope you're having fun. Mini Bowser, you're being a dick. Um, Mola, this city level f super 
feat is too strong for my suspension of disbelief. Marvel Comics nervously hides in entities who transcend people like Galactus and Thanos the point of regarding them as fiction. I am a little bit lost. Don't know what to do with that. Part of being good is learning to not be predictable. Huge flaw with that. In any given activity or to achieve a certain goal, there will be a small set of optimal moves. Watch Pro StarCraft 2. The variation in initial moves are immensely small. Most of the time, deviating from them is so unwise that people don't even have plans on what to do if their opponent doesn't make those moves and they're not countered. By default, by the standard moves, it's still stupid to assume that an unskilled fighter can beat a skilled one, as that one expected move must be lethal, otherwise, oh wow, you did something I didn't expect and now my arm is cut too bad, you're now off balance and I can just kill you. Then a lot of this probably has to do with, like, the fact that in StarCraft, like, you can't just react to things in the same way you react to things in real life. Things take some level of planning and progression and... You, you you try to prepare for things. It's it's not as like reactive in the same way as in like a shooter or something, where you can just totally change your positioning and your character's location on the map and aim at different things. It's just different. Was that um, meant to apply to movies at all? Right. Well, so can... so this came Sorry, from this came from Rag saying that um isn't part of learning to be like it was the whole like um, unpredictability can win. And then you said something like, uh, isn't learning the skill part of that is to be unpredictable, to like defeat your opponent? And then this person saying, uh, with something like Pro StarCraft 2, there are like a bazillion moves at the beginning of the game that everyone does, and if you deviate from it, it's going to have major costs for you later on or something like that. Yeah, um, early game for StarCraft 2 is like, it's like a solved game in a yeah. sense when it comes to how to start, what to do the most efficient way to get to certain points, and then it deviates from there. Uh, even if it's just a person who just casually plays a like, game against bots, it's just, I, yeah, the early game is... I assume what Rags is appealing to is a sense of, to simplify this fully, I'm gonna strike my sword at his, at his neck on the left, but I'm gonna want him to not be able to block it. So I gotta make him expect me to go a different place, and then I'll go for that place. Thus, I am unpredictable. And I will use my skill to achieve such things. Uh, I mean, this is in this is in Mordow, the the idea of fainting. Yeah. Um, you want to if you fall for a faint, you're left open. So I mean, it's just like that in real sword combat. How you want to you don't want to telegraph your maneuvers. You want to try and catch your opponent off guard, so he does something that he you're not expecting because you know you, people are not perfectly. Um, like they don't have perfect reflexes and objects can't move without that objects have momentum and it takes time and you want to create gaps um, TLDR it's hard to be unpredictable when you're good at something because there are only a minuscule number of variations of the best way to do something compared to the total number of ways a thing can be done um, again though still in those situations you're trying to uh, defeat your opponent I mean there are going to be games where the opponent uh, figures out how you're beating them too late like that's how you beat them yeah and it depends on what you're doing, because like some like the, I I can't imagine this could even apply to something like chess. Like mm -hmm. a grandmaster will just like f for a game that is as structured and studied as chess. The idea that some grandmaster mega poobah water buffalo could ever potentially lose to just some person Randy. who yeah. barely even knows the rules. Like it would have to be something that isn't even 
in the game for that to happen. It's it's way worse than that. If you if you have like an international chess tournament of the best chess players in the world, like the best person in the tournament is basically never going to lose to anyone but like the five to ten people after them. You know, there's like 200 people in the tournament and 100 of them are completely incapable of ever beating the first player. And these are chess grandmasters. You know, you play a Randy. Yeah, it's like so far outside of the realm of possibility. And isn't um part of this, like with chess especially, is that like more than half the pieces will remain and a Randy's, you know, we're observing it. And then one of them is just like, he makes one move and he goes, ah, oh, fuck, and it's all over. Because they already know exactly how the whole rest of the game is going to go. We're just sitting there like, oh, it's over? Okay. There is there's a controversial yeah. scene. And um, there's a controversial scene in Star Trek The Next Generation where Troy beats Data at a game of chess. And you're like, how could you possibly beat Data at chess? He's an android. His computation power is insane. Like, how could a person constantly... Well, wait... Wasn't that like a big uh, over thing that we overcame though with like artificial intelligence that for a long time it couldn't beat the best people at chess and now it can? So depends on when this came out, right? Maybe a computer could be beaten at chess. Well, no. Well, but the, Star Trek isn't set Star in Trek. present day. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. I don't even uh, wait, know wait, how well, I blanked Just rags, finish up the, uh, <laughs> the thing. That, well, it's like the, with Data's computation power and the fact that chess is structured in a right. way where there is a there is a legitimate limit. Like if a computer can know in in ways that right, the human every brain, possible way, yeah, yeah, every possible way that, and then if something happens, it's like seventy thousand steps in advance. Yeah, a computer like data should I know. Why I said <laughs> it now? It thematically, there's a purpose to it, but yeah. it's one of those like uh, you shouldn't be able to understand it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Kato. Um. Kind of like when Norm Macdonald said, Sarah so Soiverman, uh, my thought on this movie is basically sounds like some Chinese commie gobbledygook. I... what? Shang-Chi? I, I was gonna say, like, I, I don't, the movie doesn't come close to anything like that. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Oh, wow. Uh, someone, someone just linked me this, right? And this came out October 1st. Uh, Toxic gamer now, culture enters the classroom. <laughs> so it's a presentation. It's an hour long. Likes and dislikes have been disabled, and I'm like, huh. Hmm. So okay, let me. F okay, let me go to the channel and see which other ones are blocked. They are. Uh, some of them are blocked in terms of likes, dislikes. Some of them are not. Let me. Uh, let me. Let, here's just. This is just what pops up when you go to the channel. Some of these you're allowed to rate, and some of these you are not. You cannot you cannot like or dislike blocked games in review, or some of these other ones. Uh, but some of these you can like tackling cheating in gaming. That's a twenty seven percent. Maybe it's because it follows one that they weren't allowed to rate, which happens sometimes. But uh, oh, like how do you? Like, I don't know anything about how cheats work on a technical level, but I'm like, surely I could give a presentation that gets better than a 27%. 27%'s really bad. That's I'm not sure I've ever seen it. That's really bad. That, that's like when you see a trailer for something everyone's going to hate and, like, they, like, hate, like, dislike bomb it. Outside of that, I don't think I've ever seen. Let me check the comments. I like rating that one. bad. Comments disabled on the uh, Black Games in Review. Comments disabled. Building pipeline to find, grow, and retain diverse talent. Like, dislike, disabled. Comments are turned off. Okay. Uh, 
Huh. Well, what a bunch of fucking cowards. Can't take criticism. On an unrelated note, what if still sucks and it looks like they're opening the door for it to become canon with the MCU timeline that we have? I mean, Keep hearing that. technically speaking, it is already canon in terms of like everything well, happens. So, yeah, yeah, like whatever. <laughs> it don't fucking mean nothing no more. Here's a tip for putting the start of the Resident Evil arc at my birthday, you massives. Oh, no problem. Directly intended. EFAP. Animu bad uwu. You guys realize that most writing is bad, right? Anime are mostly straight adaptions, adaptations of popular manga and light novels. And as you've seen with Marvel, popularity is no guarantee of quality. And if you've read most Western comics, you know that writing isn't the isn't exactly the best. If you take a random piece of literature, it's likely to be bad. I don't think anyone is saying that anime is well written. It's like saying all Westerns are bad or all live action is bad or all serialized TV is bad. It's a blanket denouncement. And there will be many counterexamples. Anyway, stop saying anime is categorically bad or just clarify your statements so you aren't saying something akin to we... all Hollywood movies are bad. So, I don't think that any of us have ever said that all anime is categorically bad. I haven't. <laughs> I did. Um, but the thing is, like, the commentary is lacking anyway, because um, anime, yeah. what I will maintain forever is anime gets away with shit that none of the other examples do. Mm -hmm. And Sorry. that has nothing to do with whether, yeah, like, there's plenty of examples of that. And so, like, I, it's it's skewed for anime now. It means that what's celebrated in, like, Western stuff, in terms of, like, what's good, is, like, you'll rarely find the greats of Western being, like, suffering from majorly bad, uh, like, anime-like dialogue. But loads of great anime is shit. And what I mean by that is, like, the stuff people hold up. Yeah, I, I, I figured... And just it quickly, to do with the... It's gonna be because of the fact that, like, um, a lot of stuff gets excused literally because anime, it's fine. Like, uh, and the recent example we had was a stupid fucking parasol lightsaber thing. It keeps happening, where if you do take a thing that was dumb... It, like, in Rebels, right? I haven't seen Rebels, and I don't even know if it's canon. It, is it? It is definitely canon. Okay, yeah. well, regardless, um... Fuck, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do in this. Um... Whether or not it's canon, like, the, the, the lightsaber flying thing with the helicopter blade. Like, we all laughed at it, everyone did. And it's like, yeah, 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 how dumb is that? We all agree. And then anime do it, it's like, well, stylistically, I think it works, you know? I, I like it because it's just like, for fuck's sake, you guys are so predictable. <laughs> like, you just... It's like, it was just cool, because the guy's wearing, like, a black cloak. I always thought it was partially because of the need for serialization. Like, you know, you have a movie and people spend two, three years working on two hours. And then you have a TV show and it's like, okay, well, we spend one year working on, you know, let's say eight hours of material. But with a lot of anime, it's running like year round. So, you know, you have a lot of times the production pipeline is just so short. You don't have the time to make a product that would be as polished as it would be in other mediums. I, I always figured that's why. That's of your own making, because, I don't know, that's just how the industry works, so you chose to do that? Yeah, so, like, I'm I, not sure. I'm not absolving it, I'm not like a huge anime. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, it's just That's just, that was always, yeah. yeah. Also, someone said, who's you guys? All the people it applies to, that's who you guys is. Um... 
And yeah, I don't say that all anime is bad. I just say that it suffers from major tropes, and it doesn't. It suffers as well because not enough criticism comes in for a lot of the things that it does, including but not limited to really shitty dialogue. Yeah. In Western media, it's all basically agreed. Like, yeah, that was shitty dialogue. When it comes to anime, it's like, oh, so a character can't explain how they feel. <gasps> oh, it is. Yeah, anime gets shockingly different standards. This, this was an argument I had with Sitch. Sitch was like chewing me out for not liking anime enough. Oh, you're in good company. <laughs> well, anime needs to be better then. Uh, we get shot on constantly for anime takes, but like, it doesn't bother me. I defend good anime and I shit on bad anime. It's simple as that. Well, one yeah, punch I mean, man. Like, one, one punch man is top tier. It's so. good shit. FMA Brotherhood's good shit. Um, yeah, I, I legitimately like some animes. The problem is like, a lot of the animes I like are 20 plus years old at this point. And they're very few and far between, and a lot of the stuff that I've seen is just like, I don't even want to touch it. Yeah, um, Akira is tied for my favorite movie, and it's 33 years old. <laughs> some, yeah, some of that old anime was like just, I, 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 I'm just stylistically and artistically, it is stunning, incredible stuff. Um, but man, that's I, the stuff this day, these days, I just don't. I mean, even the stuff I like, I understand that, that like, there's, there's not a, this is not perfect, but I, I really appreciate some of the stuff in a lot of the older animes. And I, I love me the Ghost in the Shells and things like that, but I just feel like, oh, it's just nowadays, things are so just stupid and shitty and silly and pointless and annoying. I think that's a big thing for me, just how annoying anime is. It's just fucking annoying. And yeah, and we've we've said many times that most writing is bad, so I don't know why this person's asking us to say that too. Yeah. Uh, That's one of yeah, the I mean, you know, uh, in you know, uh, 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 abandon all hope, ye who enter here. La siata ogni speranza voi ci entrate. Abandon all hope, all ye who enter here, right? And the, from the uh, Dante's Inferno, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. There needs to be a. Above the gates of EFAP, when you enter, there needs to be like the, the three rules, you know? Like, one, most media is bad. Two, we don't care if you like, you just like, the th just get these out of the way, get the three black pills out of the way, swallow them at the beginning, and come on in. Just, that's that's what it's all about. We're going to wear it on our sleeve. Come inside, let's have a chat about you know, it. One of the rules is don't mention Interstellar. Oh, you can mention it. <laughs> you mention it. So you gotta it, it's yeah we it should be one of those just the the three golden rules of EFA or the golden premises or the something get out of the way you'll just hate everything and oh, 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 oh. a lot of stuff uh, let me tell you. I mean that's that's kind of correct a lot of stuff's really bad <laughs> most most things it's, are bad it's it's shocking how few movies I watch where I feel like I would feel good about good about having put that out. There's so many movies where it's like, if this had my name on it, I would like, I, I don't even know what I would do. I would feel a, sh a level of shame I couldn't put to words. Rags being honest for once on animes and saying they're good ones. I've, that's always been my position. <laughs> well, I you... love Cowboy Bebop and I like the Ghost in the Shell stuff a whole bunch. I've really liked Samurai Champloo. I really like, um, what is it? The Full Metal Alchemist. There, There is stuff that i really like but like i said most of it's like 20 years old at this point 
Well, I was going to say, the, uh, the many times you've told people which ones you like and what things you have IRL collected or have related to anime, if ever they got confused and said, why do you say all anime is shit, I'm always sitting there like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, hashtag not all anime. Hashtag not all. I've got to be, it's, yeah, but like it's all, yeah, that's why I say it's just all garbage. It, it's the vast majority that I've seen has been like wretched. Uh, I have yep. no interest at all in even exploring anime further as a genre, honestly. I'll just like my three, four good things from 20 years ago, and um, that will be that, and I'll go do other things and not give a shit about anime. So hopefully that that, that erases any confusion. Hopefully. We will it continue won't. We'll to, do this to again, speak on anime but... the same way we have this whole time. Yeah. Maybe the more times we talk about it, we'll just get more and more efficient at talking about it. And it'll take us merely seconds in the future mm. to explain our position thoroughly. Give us some examples of a terrible anime. Uh, if we're talking about Five and Below, Avatar The Last Airbender, fucking bite me. Ooh. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> eat my ass. Fucking eat my ass. Oh, that yeah, that's, that's one of our. I was, I was about to make a joke like incoming Reddit threads. I was like, oh, who am I kidding? This thread it threads on that regardless of anyone saying anything. Anymore. I don't. I don't care anymore. It's it's war I don't fucking care anymore. Get over it. You don't like Appa? Well, the correct take I mean, would be Appa, Iro, and um, I'm trying to think of who else I would say. Right, that's not anime. Yeah, it is. Fuck off. I mean, the definition of anime. There's a video I watched about the definition of anime. It's really funny because it just like cycles through all the things. And then which ones don't and do qualify and how none of it really makes any sense. Someone said, bruh, Avatar is a cartoon. They're all... What? They're, <laughs> they're all cartoons. What do you mean? Fucking Ghost in the Shell. Uh, it's it's all... Uh, it's, it's second gig. It's a, it's a fucking cartoon, man. You, we generally you know, don't call that out, call it that out of belittlement. Because uh, connotation-wise, but it, it is no, what it is, No, of course not. There's a lot of cartoons is. I love. You know, you know what would be God, a really... It has, kind of, I don't say they're correct or not, but there's an aspect of... If you call anime a cartoon, people give that associate that negative connotations. But it is well, what it is. That's what it is. But it's all animation. The animation yeah. is the overarching anime. genre I mean, that includes all of this. Anime, western cartoons, it's it's wrong. all animation. It's, it's categorically all a big happy anime. family. If western... No, no, if Western cartoons had a like a name in the same way that anime has a name, we would just call it that. I just I'm not aware well, I mean, of the we, name. I mean, cartoons. If I, we just they're just cartoons. Yeah, we generally right? yeah. But I, I but then this is one of those things where it's like, guys, cartoons should not be considered like some kind of derogatory term. Like, no. If anybody immediately associates cartoon with something derogatory, that's a that's a you problem you need to fix because cartoons, goddamn, a cartoon super valuable in terms of media. Fucking love cartoons. I do, absolutely. I adore, I many adore cartoons. cartoons. I really love cartoons. I love me some cartoons. Well, what's, In what's fact, I I have a super. I might even say I. There's a part of me that really is like, oh, thank God, a cartoon. Like, I, it's just like refreshing sometimes to be like, oh, sweet, we get something that's purely like stylized in its own magical way. And it's like, yeah, let's see how this one's gonna work out. I'm. I'm big on it. Well, I mean, I just I I, uh, I really like the exaggerated sort of comical well i mean the, the, actually no i don't want to box it in that much because cartoons has such a wide gambit of things that it covers mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i just find it to be a really valuable way of interpreting reality because it is very much a 
it's it's about taking things that are real and presenting them in ways that are just um either slightly different, fundamentally different, uh, totally different. Yeah, that took me cartoon for a while. <laughs> says, well, you know what kind of anime I'm referring to? No. <laughs> I, I so this is the thing. It reminds me of uh, some anime. of the other conversations we ended up having, where someone was like, "No, Avatar cannot be an anime." I'd just be like, "I don't care, really." Like. It, I, I don't really care either. Well, I'm not going to watch any more of it. It's not huge. Yeah, like it doesn't... Yeah. Yeah. And you know our stances on genres. It's one of just... I just I don't have very much of an interest at all when we get into genre talk. It very much starts to be... I, just, I don't care for it, other than a very casual mention for the most part. Uh, so... Eh. Anyway... Um, ever play as a cleric in DS1? I think I gave that a shot, yeah. I did a couple of runs uh, like a year or two ago where I was just interested in seeing what other options there were. They all yield different results. Um, can only assume the type of kung fu they learn act activates different aspects of the rings, but they never explain it and Shang-Chi masters it. I was gonna say, when is that in the movie at all? Like the if you learn kung fu, the rings will activate. What? I haven't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the movie. But after hearing you guys talk about it, and after the last TFAP we did on it, no one ever mentioned something like that, which you think would would come up, pop up. Yeah, because that could be a really nifty how the how the styles. Are, well, it's weird that in Shang Chi, I was thinking what the movie would be is a really wonderfully choreographed and stylized homage to either like Chopsaki's movies or those, um, what, what, what do they call the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon style movies? Um, uh, like as a genre? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, they have, I think there's a name for that genre of almost like just unrealistic fighting where people flip and fly around and float. Um, so maybe someone Wuxia, 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 Wuxia. I don't know how to pronounce it, but uh, yeah, some like you know, like that, like the filmmakers who did Shang Chi. Like I'm so passionate about these kinds of movies, and I really want to incorporate so much of that style and aesthetic into Shang Chi. But I guess they didn't. So all right. Well, the I'll the kung fu, th the kung fu thing is unfalsifiable because everybody that um, Wen Wu fights also uses kung fu. Like, how, how would it be Kung Fu that, like, takes the rings? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know why the rings would, you know, have some kind of bias toward that. I don't see why or how. Yeah. I mean, well, we wouldn't know because we don't know anything about the origin of the rings or how they work. Mm-hmm. Um, you're fighting to watch everyone you love die again. Think when we think. I mean, if we're talking about when he's he's breaching the wall and the demons are coming out, it's like, what can you what can you do? What can you say? He's he's under the influence of a Cthulhu monster at that point. So. Poor guy. No. He just wants his wife back. I mean, like, think of Karate Kid. And because I I've never actually seen it sitting down from beginning to end, but. From all the stuff that I've seen of it, the relationship between, help me out with the names, our protagonist and um, his mentor, right? Like, there's, like, I, is any, is, are there, is there anything like that in 
like a lot of modern Marvel stuff. I don't know, like the, I feel like Kung Fu is a great way, like learning martial arts and all that it embodies in terms of discipline and control and practice and training and, you know, mastering oneself and all that, all that, you know, good stuff. With training stuff, like it's just, it just doesn't him. happen anymore, does it? I mean, yeah, I mean, he just, he gets the rings and he beats the guy who's had it for a thousand years, so. Eh, well, he had one, one scene where he trained with the, the sister of his mom for five seconds. And he learned about wind. I mean, it's just the same thing in Star Wars, right? People just know how to do stuff and you never, like, see them yep. training, really. It's like it's almost like new writers see that shit as getting in the way. They're like boring. When we get to the giant jagged dragon sucking the soul out of the other dragon. I mean, it's not it's character development. It's not boring. <laughs> it's like crucial to the movie making sense. There is no human. There is only goo. Is this true, Fringy? Oh, he's muted. We'll never know. An Australian no. and a human. When will the contradictions end, Frongo? Look, you can believe whatever you want. I mean, that wasn't really an answer. You kind of evaded the question, but okay. Okay, sure. You can you can believe that it's an evasion all you want. I'm busy working on my comic. I can't let these negativity bring me down. These negativity? Yes, these negativity. It sounds just like nonsense mushrooms, and I just don't believe in it. Okay, like I said, that's entirely your right. Um, what is that sound? I can hear a tap or something in the background. Sounds I, like raining. Maybe it's raining. You hear that? It's definitely from rags. Oh, it's rags, it's okay. Going, yeah, it's going green. What is, what is the noise? What's going on there? <laughs> Do you just get up and take a bath or something? You could be peeing, I don't know. But how could we hear it, though? Well, we could hear it earlier when he was getting up and, like, making sandwiches. We could hear him walking around. Maybe he's making stuff. some very sandwiches that are just... D loud sandwiches. My window. Don't say that. I checked in a panic whether there were emus outside my window, and they're not. Just... <laughs> Clipping nails? No, that's me. I do that. It's not, I don't. It's not I don't think it's pee. It's been going on for a while. I could have a really yeah, long bladder. Well, but the problem is it sounds trickly, like long trickly pee. Yeah, I... you know, like it's not coming out all at once. Yeah, I couldn't do that even Sorry, if I, I tried. Had to, um, I'm back. I had to. I had to what? step out with the. Yeah. What... Oh no! By the way, that's not that's not me pissing. Uh, there was a. I have a leak. <laughs> Oh. And it is, it is, it is rained. Uh, yeah, it, it, there's a leak over in the the uh, kitchen back there, and okay. it has been raining a crap. We haven't had rain in a long time, and the sky has been opening up today with rain. So I have a ah. bin I, I I put underneath it. So yeah, we were trying to figure really... out what was happening there. Oh um, no, no, no! I uh, um, no, quite the perplexing not. mystery. Yeah, I suppose it's fair enough. I don't know what it sounds like from you know y'all's perspective, but it sounded, yeah, like, it sounded yeah. like we're dripping. But now that you've said that that's what it is, it makes total sense. Like yeah, it was it was thundering a little bit earlier, but really it's just been rain, rain, rain all day. It's been rain. It rained a little bit yesterday, but it has been pouring today outside. 
So I have something on my to-do list. I gotta let them know about the leak in the roof. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have Very a to-do list. Wow. I have, yeah, I have to uh, tell them there's a leak in the roof and they need to fix it. So. Yeah. One of them, they're adults. Yeah. Or maybe I can ignore it and it'll just go away. Mm -hmm. I'll put that down on the list as well. Um, also, hi, Rags. Hello to you. Kick J, Don Bless, etc., etc. Australia isn't real. Fringy, thoughts on? On well, nothing? Yeah, so they just ask thoughts on. I'd, I'd, no thoughts at the moment. I'm just chilling out. There you go. If Halo well, I'm was... thinking I want I want food, but that's 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 okay. I won't. I'll I'll squish that one down. If Halo's good, what was Truth's plan? He knew what the rings did. Why did the Covenant Civil War? I'm sorry. I'm. Gonna... I don't know if that's a, this is a separate question at this point. Why did the Covenant Civil War just before they won the war? The Forerunners preserved the Flood. High Charity was OP. Flood just had Pelican. Man, that's a bit. So it's a it's a little difficult sorry, can you, can you to really it, like yeah all. Yeah, I, I can indeed if you want to tackle it piece by piece. Here, so, here she uh, is. The, the Forerunner, co the the Covenant. If Halo is good, what was Truth's plan? He knew what the rings did. Yeah, his plan was to activate the rings. Yeah, because start the great journey. Basically, yeah. Now, that's been course, the goal of the Covenant religion for. That's the goal of the as Covenant. Far as we... and the, well, so yeah. it's a little complicated, right? Because there is an awareness that humans are actually like ones who can activate rings, and that that's not something that. But I mean, it's pretty safe to say that, like, basically by the, oh like Halo God. Three, Truth is kind of losing the plot. What the fuck is Waluigi doing? A lot of it is about... what is he doing? He's like... <laughs> you know, yeah, Ring's dead, why did the Covenant Civil War... Well, so, so the main the thing war. is, like, that so, what, what specifically Truth wanted was that he wanted to have, like, basically be, like, a god. That was, like, his main goal. Or, or to, like, attain some level of, of uh, like, a daddy-like figure, basically, by activating the Ring's. And um, also, now, you course, don't you don't just get to, to him. It's you go, you go. Oh well, I'm just saying, like what, like whatever that means to him, or why he would think that that would do it. Like he knows it'll kill him, sure, but like people do things, like that. That's not that's not a good enough counter, because yeah, maybe he does know that, but that that's not necessarily enough to stop you if you've got other goals in mind. Um. And uh, the 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 next part about why did the I assume why did the covenant well the do civil, a civil war, war happened because the brutes the betrayed the, the elites that like what is it, it's it's disconnected from the yeah you had you kind of had two things war. simultaneously happen yeah. you had they arbiter learning about but, arbiter mm -hmm. learns that the prophets have been lying uh, which is a big deal which is going to be a very big deal. Uh, and you have the brutes entering into the equation. Those things mix, and you don't like get to choose when you have a civil war. You know, and the civil especially... war happened because there was a fracturing in the covenant because the uh, the the prophets didn't think that the elites were in a position to continue like protecting uh, them. So they switched it over to the brutes, and then like the brutes kind of opportunistically used it as an opportunity to assert themselves as basically like the second in the hierarchy. That lined up with their internal conflict, and if there was going to be strife, now is the time when they're about to go on the great journey. Like, this is the time for this sort of strife to happen. 
Especially if you, as a big species, believe that this is, like, basically a divine thing that's about to happen and you want to be, like, the the ones who lead them into, you know, the, the divine beyond. It, it's it's, and it's perfectly fine. And if you're the elite, right, and you are going to be essentially civil warring against the Covenant as a whole, and you're going to say, all right, we're not going to, you know, fight these human guys anymore. They're, like, think of the tactical opportunism that goes into that. Exactly. Like, why would you wait uh, and fight against the humans and kill them and go through all of that? And then, after that, deal with... Like, that's just... it. You know, there's, there's a lot of tactical sense that goes into that as well. Um, the Forerunners preserved the Flood. I'm pretty sure that there is, like, references. I just don't have them on hand at the moment as to why that was the case. Um... Because I remember specifically that there was like different developments on uh, on the the fifth ring uh, or Delta Halo that they visit in Halo Two, where like in that place the infestation was like completely out of control and they had gained some level of control over the uh, the AI there. But I would need better references. High charity was OP. I don't know what that means. Overpowered? No, it wasn't. It got destroyed. Yeah, I, I just kind of. Hard for me to even understand. I mean, like, the flood are OP, but that's kind of the point. Well, the, yeah, the flood are definitely OP, but that, yeah, that's the idea. There are things in nature that are overpowered. I mean, that's like, like saying the Reapers and Aspects are OP. It's like, yeah. It's like, that's they kind are of, powerful, yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Fringy is actually a proboscis, pro, proboscis, proboscis monkey, hence the elongated mask for his enormous schnozzle. That's not true. <laughs> Is this a lie which propagated part? by Wait, which, the media? Which part? The Wait, so what, part what is the function? The what is the function of the big pokey nose thing? That's where you put little herbs on the bot at the end there to protect you from the illness. That's why the plague doctors did that. Yeah, Fringy doesn't know oh, okay. that medicine has come a long way since then. Sure, but I mean... <laughs> just because something has overstayed its usefulness, like in terms of being replaced, doesn't mean that we get rid of it as a function of something. At least not necessarily. So why did yeah. you keep it? Now you're all quiet. I'm I like quiet. it. I like the aesthetic. No, 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 I'm gonna let you- No, I'm gonna you let you- work quiet for a second is cool. Why- why would you I- why quiet. would I stop you? I was waiting for you to explain the second half, but you never did. What was the second half? So you said that it's not necessarily, so it's like, so what's this case then? I like it. That's fair enough. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Fringy, I'm jacking your aesthetic. Oh. Oh boy. Look, there's a mask there. Wow, it's not showing. Oh no, that. No. Oh, look. You, you've got Plague Doctor mask. Oh my goodness gracious! Now you two have to fight for Plague Doctor supremacy. Mm-hmm. No, Plague Doctors. This camaraderie, all right? Yeah. Is is this? There's true honor between right? Plague Doctors. Yeah. Exactly. It's an honorable field. You're a pack yep. a pack of plague doctors. A what do you call a group of plague doctors? A gaggle. Uh, I imagine you just call them a group of plague doctors. <laughs> a a con uh, a let's see, a uh, conflagration a of plague doctors. Ooh, no, no, no. That's plague, a large plague creations like is uh, he's 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 gatekeeping. That doesn't count. You've got a masquerade mask. Well, it is a mask. masquerade mask. You're right. It's oh. not an actual plague doctor mask. The pretender. 
Wow, and he tried to appeal to your sense of, like, unity as well there, Fringy, but nope, being booted out. Fringy focused on physical features, yeah. like a really big schnoz, and that was able to completely fool him. Wait, so am I- is this cultural appropriation? Maybe. Well, I don't know that Plague Doctors- that it's not like a- you know, it's- 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 you Well, can, I guess we a way of life is can't... a culture. I was about to say, like, it's a way of life. Well, a way of uh, life is probably unfortunately, right. unfortunately, plague doctors are probably all white, which means that they are exempt from the uh, rule of uh, cultural appropriation. Well, I'll put back on my eyes wide shut mask then. <laughs> uh, which is the best performance for Anthony Hopkins, The Father or Silence of the Lambs? It's not really that's fair tough. to compare. <laughs> it's so that's a, that's different. A, that's a weird comparison. But I would go Silence of the Lambs. I mean, it was really weird, though. I don't know. Um, I don't know, just, yeah. I don't think I can pick between them because they achieve such hugely different fucking things. Uh, oof. Yeah. Just both top tier. They're both Oscar worthy. What can I say? I don't know. I mean, they both accomplished their goal to a massive degree. So. Yeah. Very hard to pick one. Lucky they didn't say gun to your head, which one would you pick? So I don't have to answer. <laughs> right, because then that way, you know, you just have to choose or die. Mm hmm I, I guess the essence of my answer was that, like, Hannibal Lecter is a bit more complicated of a role. I guess that's probably what would tip it for me. I'm not sure that I would necessarily agree with that. But yeah, really? when, I guess I can... if you're playing a character with selective memories are being removed over time, I don't know if that would be less complex than Hannibal Lecter. I, it's, I guess you it, you could say that it's more abnormal, like, because there aren't many people like Hannibal Lecter, whereas, you know, dementia is a, is like a thing that, you know, happens a decent amount of the time. Yeah. But if you're gonna get that broad, you could just say there's loads of psychopaths in the world. Well, sure, that's right, but I mean, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at, I guess, is that I don't know that it's super important. Uh, good day, Fringold. Hey. In episode three of Midnight, oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> In episode three of hey. Midnight Mass, when girl beckons boy to follow her at night, the nearby water randomly flashes green. Could it be a light it? that that reflects off the water, or? Yeah, maybe. Wow. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to see it again. Happen, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, unless it's a technical issue unless with camera work or something. Someone would have noticed that probably. Yeah. Fixed it. Yeah, um, I'd have to see it again, honestly. I'd have to see it again. Rags, Wario's in a gay go-kart. Stop him. Wario's in a gay go-kart. Stop him? That mm -hmm. would be a hate crime. Oh, I didn't mean stop him because it means he's you gay. bet! Oh, no. Also, he's, like, beating the fuck out of me. I'm sad. Fringy is actually... Oh, wait, no, I read that one already. Ask Duma to give his best fake, real fake laugh. Uh... Fake laugh? Yeah. Real fake oh, laugh. Oh, man. Real fake laugh. Oh! It's <laughs> <laughs> very posh of you. Yeah. I was, I was kind of trying to do an Amadeus. I think three blue, one brown, and minute physics are on Nebula for good stuff, and legal eagle too, I guess. But he's not as quality. I, I hope he has quality videos. The one we saw wasn't very good. What legal eagle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fine. 
Oh, are they now? What are you, a lawyer? <laughs> no, I'm not. Wrecked. I'm very much not a lawyer. I knew it. I knew you'd lied to us. The, <laughs> the first reason this is good is because I like it. Like, yeah, it's a great starting point for all videos, I guess. Wait, um, someone, someone actually started a video that way? Well, they all come down to that, usually. The arguments are very rarely any good, but they'll also say that that's what their reasoning is. Yeah, see, that's... That's part of why I wanted to talk to you guys, is that it's so difficult to find people to talk to about movies where the conversation goes beyond that. Because there's, like, so many different levels you could have a conversation about movies. Like, the level zero is just, what did I think of it, right? And level mm -hmm. one is, like, you have good... You have a good understanding of your taste, and you can explain why you had your experience. And then level two is, like, the critic's take. It's like, okay, well, I understand what the audience generally would probably react to and why. And then there's like the artist level of like, okay, well, I'm understanding what it's doing and how this could be applied to make better movies. And, you know, there's just so many different ways you could go with the conversation, but it really, the vast majority of the time, it really just comes down to, well, I liked it. Why didn't you like it? Okay, whatever. And like, that's just the entire conversation. It's so frustrating. Mm -hmm. Like breakdown elements and stuff. Mm -hmm. What do you think of the odds that Don't Stop Me Now will be in the Mario trailer slash movie? Also, hi, Ragu, Fragu, and Molu. Hello. Hey, hey. I don't know what to expect from what we're going to get. It's, it's Wait, gonna for what? The Mario movie that will eventually come out? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, what we're in for. I mean, I, I would just write it off, but the Lego movie exists. And that was kind of good. But that was seen as bad for Christopher Miller. And, uh, I'm going to forget the other guy. The two people Do we know who's directing Lego the Mario? I don't think we know that yet. But hey, I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. Stay positive, everyone. Um, God, it might... This 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 isn't going to be a very satisfying minigame if all I have to do is just keep playing other minigames and then buy all the best items. Just like, oh. You don't get any points for playing. That seems to be the thing that you should probably give me. That would, that would make it more engaging. Um, you realize that Nebula makes them more money, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? really? Wow! Fuck I, I me. guess. I, I mean, I, 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 I guess did, did so. You know, did you know? Did you know that? You know, of all the time I spent I... complaining about it mechanically and and obstructively, and then how it, it's like an ad. It all makes sense now, because like this whole time I thought, like, why is everyone making it harder for themselves for no reason at all? Do you, do you think that these YouTubers might have done this advertisement in exchange for money? Mm. Wait, that's that, why they do them? That doesn't make any that sense. Could have been, like, maybe that's like if we that's our motive, I guess. I mean, if it if that's the case. Mm. But wait, you saying they they huh. shilled for Noom for money, not because of Noom's incredible service? I. I don't know. It's. I mean, I don't want to point fingers, but oh I mean, if they God. got potentially, if they got like money in exchange for doing it, that would be. I mean, that's a reason to say. I mean, who knows what kinds of things about it? I mean, uh, I don't want to go too far with it because we're just dealing with rumors and speculation. But I don't know. That can, I have to reevaluate my position now that I yeah. have been told it's possible they did it in exchange for money. Well, you know, you learn something new every day. Thank you very much for that. 
Um, also, do you realize YouTube has member-exclusive videos as well? What in the... I've, you know, never known so that either. What does that either. change? Never knew that. Like, funny, funsies aside, what does this person think that <laughs> changed? This person thinks that we don't know why they were do doing Nebula when that's like the most obvious, like, kindergarten-level take of why it exists. Like, why else would it fucking exist? Of course that's the reason it exists. Does anyone does anyone actually use the YouTube like subscriber only feature or whatever like paywalling on YouTube? Some people do, it. I think. I don't see why they wouldn't. Again, because it makes the money. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I can see why they might do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I guess my thing is like, how would I even know? Like, let's say, like, it, yeah. Do they advertise it? Or are they like, hey, if you subscribe, if you uh, join the channel, I guess, then you get access to more videos. Would they yeah, say? Yeah, that? that's how yeah, they do that's it. How yeah. I do it. Yeah, I just, I guess, yeah, never seen it. Some do like special streams and then they'll make it member only. You have to join in order to see it. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Doomer is legendary. Hey, there you go. Oh, thank you. No, oh, more well. videos, Molly. Dance, monkey, dance. Oh my god. Dance, monkey, dance. Rags is the true and honest hero of chat. It is true. Followed up by, is this Rag's slow descent into alcoholism? <laughs> <laughs> My descent into alcoholism is not slow. Super fast. It, it, it arrives suddenly and without warning. Why can't I have a game where I can fight against three Waluigi's? Why do I have to choose other characters? You could you could pay some of your some of your mates to um, dress up for you, and maybe you could have a fight in the street. Yeah, I mean, well, that's an option. Yeah, um, Rags, you're a pretty reliable source. So I'm going to give you a bunch of words, and you have to choose which one. Okay, so okay, future, sweet, Bowser, toy, rainbow, pirate, undersea. Let's go with pirate. All right. Done and done. Um, when is Mola playing Lego Lord of the Rings on stream? And it's on Steam. At some point, probably. Yeah. That's a game I could probably get away with without getting distracted too much. Be great. Um, marry, fuck, Lego. kill, J. Fringy Metal. Hmm. Well, can I kill them all? <laughs> I mean. I I think I'm going to abstain when it's about people. <laughs> like, I know. Me too. Sorry. These sounds okay. Yeah. I can't let them. I can't let them just find out about this. The relationship I have with Met. I mean, I can't pick mm -hmm. favorites. Yeah. It's very important. Uh, Rags, tell a joke. How come you don't see many black people on cruise ships? Uh oh. Um, how come? They're not falling for that one again. <laughs> and this this says I now must say, oh, I guess I should have specified a good joke. Aha. Uh -huh. See, one thing I like about that one is it's actually not a racist joke. Um. Well, it's one of those, it's actually a joke that I, um, I forget the name of the woman, but she got in a huge amount of trouble for saying that, um, that something like, I'm on my way to Africa, um, I'm worried about catching AIDS or something, and then she followed up with saying, um, 
not actually I'm white. Oh yeah, and she got that like, was, like fired the first for that. Ever, that was the first ever like cancellation. And, but the idea yeah. with what she was saying from her POV was the uh, black people aren't given the care they they need and deserve. White people are, or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, oh, uh oh. And so obviously her joke. Horseshoot all the way back around to that was incredibly fucking racist, and she got canceled for it. And I was like, oh shit, okay. Yes, that's the thing. One joke you say with your decades worth of work, a lifetime of effort, and you tell one joke. Fucking insane. And you're yeeted. Uh, best film I've seen in 2021 is Pig. It's a Nicolas Cage movie, I think. I've not seen it, but I wouldn't mind having a look at it at some point. I've heard moderately good reviews. Um, I, seen it. I just thought how Marvel could undo their bad con content. In a comic, Deadpool obtains a seventh Infinity Stone and alters continuity and canon. Thoughts? Give Deadpool all the Infinity Stones, he detonates the entire universe. Just, it just, it's gone. It's all, it. yeah. yeah. He, he would be, he he understands that it's worthwhile to do because he could see the world in a meta way. He knows what's been happening. And you can have him do a big speech just going over how nothing, everything and all of it makes no sense. And he's been keeping an eye on it and it's getting ridiculous. His movie is supposed to be the one where silly shit happens, not everyone's. Um... Uh, hi Rags, please explain the difference between soggy, saturated, slimy, and wet. Also, happy 40th birthday, Metal. Aww. So, soggy, saturated, slimy, and... Wet. Wet. Okay. So, this is me operating off the top of my head, so don't scrutinize too much. Um, I would say that soggy is when a... Uh, let's see, soggy and saturated. So, a saturated it refers to liquids. So, when a liquid, I think, is saturated, I think that means it has, it is currently holding a, it's like the maximum amount of like other material. Like if, like if you have water and you put salt or sugar in it, it reaches a saturation point, which is the max of how much it could hold, and it can't get any more salty. You know, and then it's super saturated when there's even more and it like settles at the bottom and stuff. I think that's how it works. Um, and maybe this applies to fluids in general, uh, but I think that's what it is. It's been a long time since science class. All right. Um, slimy, I would say, is something that is a, a liquid, but it is particularly viscous in that it is extremely it has a, a lot of stickiness and it's very um it, it runs very slowly uh an example would be um like um a, a good example something slimy would be like um maybe uh, what's a common example i don't know just like the ghost goo that you see in ghostbusters you know that's slimy right it's a liquid it will take the shape of its container and it kind of sticks to itself, so you could put it between your fingers and open them up, and it's connected Lick it, by yeah. a strand. Yeah, but it's not runny like water. It doesn't just run off of you. Um, so wet is when water is on a surface, 
or on an object. That object is wet and has, to at least a small degree, uh, is either covered in water, I would probably say, or has water about it. Um, and when it comes to Soggy, this is the one I had to come back to. So I think Soggy is when a, uh, a an object, a solid object, has soaked up a sufficient amount of liquid to where like the texture of it changes because it has absorbed a lot of that you know liquid inside of it and it can be expelled by squeezing so like a, a sponge can get soggy your shoes can get soggy uh, things of that nature and so when you squeeze them both water will drip out the bottom but like a marble couldn't get soggy yeah, a marble could not get soggy, exactly. In the same way that a a glass ball is harder than a rubber ball, a rubber ball is more durable, you cannot have a soggy marble. You can have a wet marble, though. But uh, I, I think that's a decent casual option. I think you did a great job. The two. Thank you. Top form. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, oh, wait, wait. Germany isn't landlocked, and seafood is gross. Yeah, Germany isn't landlocked, right? There's a little part at the top. Is there? I couldn't remember off the top of my sure head. I'm pretty sure the it part that connects to Denmark. And, uh, no, isn't like the Baltic whole top part? Sea or the, what's it? I'm pretty sure, in fact, yeah, I'm pretty sure Germany is like not very landlocked at all. Like, it's got a decent sized... Let me check. Let's I'm, me not, see. I'm not too... Yeah, they got a decent amount of shoreline uh, up on the north part, yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I had I had no clue. I'm not sure I, why I didn't couldn't... say anything. Actually, I knew. I think I knew that, <laughs> but I just yeah. Didn't I notice. just um, do not uh, do not have much memory off the top of my head when it comes to European geography. Yeah, um, I know this. I know states far better than I know the like Europe. That was a really good take on seafood, though. I did. I had an excellent take on seafood. Yeah. While Rags is wrong about seafood, he's right about Christmas. Chris Massives rise up. Man, we're just having um, I'm right on both takes. counts. So, you get partial credit. Don't that, move Halloween. Be... Halloween is my birthday. If you move, it'll ruin it. Wait, your birthday... But Halloween does move every year, technically. I well, think it's... No, wait, sorry. Year, right? I think it's the same day. Yeah. But then... Yeah. Well, the date. It's the same date which can fall on different right, yeah. days. We won it's on the same like day. A, yeah, some there are some holidays uh, and such. I think that are the you know X like day of the month or whatever that is. That's pretty cool though to have a, a birthday on Halloween. It's spooky. Yeah, that is a nifty birthday. Yeah, your mom got a really well. You think she? She think when she was giving birth, she was like trick or treat. I don't, and I don't know. Maybe. Out of it. And then the doctors were like trick because the kids but like they had a to parasite the, they, they did have to finish the procedure though because it's very important thanksgiving is the patrician holiday what's the patrician again like a high it generally it's it, it comes from the the social class in ancient rome you had plebeians and patricians that sort ah. of thing the patricians were like the upper class um, i see it's, I think it's probably where we get, like, patron and stuff from. If you are a patron, you are, like, a patrician. It comes from, I, probably, the brood of it is probably the Latin word for father, which is pater. 
where we get things like paternity tests and, and why patriarchy. Sometimes, that's right. Absolutely. Um, you have also that's where that's why so many people say they refer to their mom and dad. They say M and P for mater and pater. By the way, mater is in matricide. You know, mattresses. Mattresses where you fuck them. So there's all kinds of uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Words. Uh, my family has stuffing with sourdough bread chunks and ling linguini linguia L i n g u i c a. I don't think I've ever seen the word before. Linguica, linguica, linguica. Okay. Linguica, John Linguizama. Sausage bits. It's divine. Sounds it. Why do I keep running in bad spaces? Oh wait, switch with another person. That's fine. Um, good at rap. Prove it in Jackbox 5 Madverse City. I don't think we ever played that. Also, there's a new Jackbox coming out soon. It'll be interesting to see if they can have anything that competes with uh, Gardic Phone. Uh, I doubt I, it, though. Hopefully, but I doubt it, yeah. Hey, Rags, who's the better daddy, Wesker or Elusive Man? Wait, Elusive is spelled with an E, man. isn't it? Elusive Not, or I think Ill this one might be... Um... I-L-L-Elusive is how he's spelled. Oh, okay. Who's elusive, man? Alright, for Mass Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect. Martin. Yeah. I have not he played He has it. the voice of the, uh, of, uh, the elusive yeah. man. He just got that uh, distinctive so, voice. Neat. Yeah. This is, this is the... <laughs> this is from the... Uh, I, I double-checked to see which it was, and that's the thing that pops up. <laughs> <laughs> the elusive man is the elusive... <laughs> That's <laughs> felt the other way. <laughs> maybe maybe it's like illusory or something. Maybe it, it really so. is a different. Yeah, it's uh, I, I doubtful that here, they made that yeah. mistake. I guess. Yeah. The, no, I this was back when Bioware was. Nobody corrected them. I feel like modern Bioware would make that mistake, but elusive is actually a word. It actually, like I said, illusory. It is a and it is a. Um, it means that deceptive or illusory. Hmm. But it is it is a thing. Waluigi, if you don't win for me, there's no way I'm doing it. I don't have rumble. Calling yourself the elusive man is like calling yourself the prince of lies. You know, it's like I don't know. If there I was a guy who called that. himself the prince of lies, right? Oh, really? What yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know if it's real or not. That's the problem. This is from something, but I don't know if that was based on something real. Can you Google prince of lies? See if it relates to anything. So the um, it's an it's a nickname for Satan. I forget what the one for Satan is. Uh, I think it is for Satan. Uh, I think Jesus tell a, tell says oh, that yeah. Satan's the prince of lies, but Satan doesn't call himself that. I was I was sort of looking. Yeah, I'm looking for. Uh, he is the father of lies. Not, the devil is the father of lies. The the people who like choose it as a title. Yeah. Yeah. They don't generally call themselves that. So despite all the times where Satan told the truth when God was the one being deceptive and, dare I say, elusive, uh, oh he is called God. the Prince of Lies. So it is, it is a little, little confusing in the lore, but I'll let them sort that out. They've had enough time. They should have an agreed-upon answer at this point, I'm sure. All right. Um... Beelzebub is the Prince of Lies. Beelzebub is... I'm pretty sure that's... I think that might be the literal... Hebrew for Beelzebub is the Prince of Lies. Let me check. Um, 
Beelzebub is a name derived from a Philistine god, formerly worshipped in Ekron and later adopted. Da, da, da. So, associated with the Canaanite god Baal. Beelzebub is another name for Satan. Um, yeah, I wonder, I'll, I'll have to look it up later. Um, Prince of the Devils. Um, yeah, it's, I guess it depends on the kind of lore you read. Be very bad. Beelzebub's no good. Yeah. No good. He's a big bad. You don't want to... Don't mess around with that Beelzebub. Mm-hmm. He'll get you. He'll lie to you. Well, nobody enjoys shooting penguins, but if you've got to shoot penguins, you might as well enjoy it. <laughs> I assume you agree with that, Frankie. Wait, can you say that one more time? I, I, honestly, I know you so well that I think you... I just know that your answer would be yes. 100%. But what is... I don't know what the... Okay. I just cost myself 10 coins for no reason at all. That was a really good move. Wait, did I guess? Is it the bird bot of Iskatraz? Is that actually the episode that comes from? Uh, probably. Futurama, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Wow. How did I know the episode title? That's crazy. Because you're a nerd. I am a nerd. We aren't. We we, we don't talk. <laughs> yeah, you're not nerdy at all. For hours on end. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Favorite Treehouse of Horror episode? Um, I love the time traveling toaster set of three stories. I forget which oh, the other two that's, are. Though. That's, that's, that's uh, number five Halloween. The Treehouse Fucking of Horror. Excellent. The ones. Hold on, kids! I'm coming to rescue <laughs> the Lydia! <laughs> oh, oh, I'm bad at this! Yeah, that. It's hard to choose between some of the classic era Halloween episodes. They're fucking amazing. Do you have a favorite, Frankie? Uh, that is my favorite, is uh, number five. Um, it might be because I own season six on, on DVD, so I, I rewatched that. Fuck, now I'm like getting nostalgic for the memories of just replaying episodes of that season of The Simpsons when I was a youngin'. I feel like I need to go back uh, and rewatch them. I watched some of the earlier Simpsons somewhat recently, like last year, and it was incredibly good. Yeah. Oh wait, did Man. Rags? Did you even answer the the question of who's the better, Daddy Wesker or the elusive man? Elusive man. Oh okay. What's wrong with Wesker? What do you have? I, I uh, well, the thing is, I have a lot of. I think that the elusive man, I could trust far more to act both in his best interest and rationally. Like, there's an element of, I can understand all the, the things that the elusive man does and why he does them. With Wesker, mm -hmm. he's clearly willing to not give a shit about the people close to him. And he's kind there's of a psycho. Insane, and right? he wants to... Yeah. yeah, and he wants to... Yeah, he's he's a bit... He goes a little bit nuts there at the end. He wants to saturate the globe completely. You want, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he wants to saturate the globe totally. Uh, and that's, and completely. That's, like, yeah. that's all he wants to do while screaming <laughs> Chris at the top of his lungs. <laughs> Just the fact that he's always screaming, Chris. Crash! When he bursts out of the volcano. <laughs> That's, right. Oh. That's right, yeah. That's Plus, so I can listen good. to Elusive Man all day just <laughs> talking about stuff. I can listen to Wesker all yeah. day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Crash! Oh. Crash! And we got another one straight away. Better Daddy, Master Chief, or Bowser? 
Bowser. Uh, ba well, I mean, Master Chief doesn't have any kids, so it's definitely Bowser. And oh, that has nothing to do with being a daddy. <laughs> well, it, that's that's true, but like Bowser, he does seem to actually be like a good dad. Wait, wasn't wasn't there some parental <laughs> neglect in so, Super Mario Sunshine? I mean, free like as you've been, we've been having all these conversations. I was on a map where Bowser was incinerating his children regularly for money. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was just thinking about that little video that Nintendo released where he was doing the parental controls and he's like, oh, I'm gonna make sure that Bowser Jr. has a balanced lifestyle. Like, <laughs> plays video games for Maybe he's like just schizophrenic, you know? Sometimes he burns them, sometimes he puts on parental controls. Well, wait, is there Bowser Jr. in, in this? Who, who are the, who's in this game? Is it Bowser Jr. or? I fucking, I don't, I don't, Mini Bowser, I guess? Well, mini Bowser, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's Bowser Jr., but wh where's, uh... What else is in I don't know, one? I'm sorry, I just don't know. Um... Possums are the American kangaroo. No, they're not. We have possums here. Why, why would the possums in America be the, the kangaroo equivalent when we have possum equivalent here? I don't, I don't know. Wait, do, don't possums have pouches, though? That isn't a terrible comparison, I guess. Yeah, but possums have pouches here, too. Like, <laughs> I don't, it would be like saying that a kangaroo and a possum are the same. It's like, no, they're different animals. Like, they're very different. Yep. Uh, look up Madam Eyebrows, one of the cutest puppers. Hmm. Never know to trust people who say to Google things. Yeah, look it up. Do your own research. <laughs> this is—they weren't lying. It is a doggo. Um. Hey, Rago. What gives you Hello? the zoomies the most? Oh, good puss. I don't know. Oh, um. When, oh, it would probably be like giving, like when I'm so being so excited and just the only way that you could, you voice your excitement is when you just run it around back and forth and you just can't contain yourself. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe, oh, it's, it's just, it, it just, un, just elation of that degree. Um, oh man, I don't know. I guess it's. I'm like loosening up. Uh, well, no. Oh man, so many things. But the most, it's tough to say. Um, sometimes when you just—it's a lovely day outside, and you feel like burning energy, and you've been inside a while, and you just want to let it all out, and you want to go to places, and you want to see things, and you want to do stuff, and you got a trail and a mountain, and you just want to climb and run until you just can't go any further, and you wear yourself out. I think just the, the open expanse of possibilities that is a gorgeous day outside and the great outdoors is one of those things that just, it's just right, you know? It just feels right. Man, your answers were like on the opposite sides of a spectrum. But, um, you know. Well, a lot of, I think that's a lot of things give you the zoomies. Oh, you'd understand in my position. It's just, sometimes you just gotta, oh, I gotta let it all out. I gotta just, oh, calm myself down in a way. I'm so excited. Pumpkins, yeah, that's right, Chad. Pumpkins are great. Um, no, that Goodell request was a legit quote. I even added a timestamp so you can find it. He was saying it genuinely about the, um, the Cinema Wins thing, presumably. Um, 
Also, you didn't add it to the notepad. Um, so when I'm playing the video game, that's a capture of not the screen, but the game. So you can't see what I'm writing right now on Goodell notes. Be terrified. I could be writing anything about you, chat. Let's just try to chat gay. <laughs> and they don't even know. Will there be a James Bond arc? I mean, I don't see why not. It's gonna depend on these lads here if they're interested. Um, yeah, I'm I'm somewhat interested, but not like uh, so interested that it would be a priority. There are other arcs that I think I would rather embark on. Hmm. What is your most uh, invested and want want to do arc right now? Hmm. I'm. Oh, the problem is like I don't want you to because I'm I'm blank at the moment. My brain's gone flimp. Um, I don't want you to list the ones that have been proposed to. It would be too spoilery for chat. Um, no, I'll keep that one to myself, actually. If it comes to me, which it's not <laughs> at the moment. Very well. Um, the Rags Revolution has begun. Rise up and overthrow the oppressive long man and the Plague Doctor. Also, hi, Rags. Hello to you. Why would Rags want to overthrow us? Me in the mix. Oh, wow, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I, there, it's not, it's not oppressive at all. Yeah, we're very, we're very nice and friendly, and and and, yeah. and Rags is welcome to sit in his pumpkin, do whatever he wants. Uh, Sitch has the story of meeting Quentin at VidCon, and Quentin abruptly ended the conversation after him looking up his channel on his phone. Yeah, that's kind of a lot of what I'm basing what I've said on. Oh my god! Not to mention the Are stuff that me? Quentin has said. Yeah, apparently the way that Sitch tells it was that they were just chatting about things, and then he Sitch had said what his channel was. He was literally looking on the phone as they were speaking, and then he just turned around and walked off. Are, are you... Dude, because apparently he would, have, he would have spotted that he was uh, would have he made, like you could probably I guess put Sitch into the category of anti SJW if you looked at a selection and Quentin was like done with with those people you know. I think, he, I think he owns that right. He, well, Quentin, he's proud of it. I'd say. No, I mean, I mean uh, Sitch. I don't know. I didn't want to speak too too soon oh, with yeah, that. I'm not enough. sure because I fucking I'm pretty sure Sitch and Adam is similar with us with like. Keep labels away from me. Or maybe not, actually. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And Quentin's like on the... Uh... Yeah, okay. I understand. Um, What's Fringy's goo but a mystery box? Oof. Um, well, I mean, there are things in life that are mystery boxes, but there's a difference between a mystery box in real life versus in a movie. Well, they have it. Fringy, thoughts on ectoplasm? Uh, I, indifferent. Really? Nothing, nothing. I, I'm, I don't know that I'm a fan of ectoplasm. You know, I wouldn't want it around unless it was contained. I don't know enough about it to have. Well, I guess we can say that your goo has nothing to do with ectoplasm, then. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you can. Uh, chat. What's Fringy's goo? Orange Yoda, Jar Jar Abrams, Fringy. A good question for another time. Yep. He's, uh, he's, he's not giving you much on that one. Mutually, watch Maxwell's Bloodborne Review, Defeat Gods, Doll Waifu Simulator, Pure LSD, Good Rat. Also, High Rags. Hello. I might do. In the future, maybe. 
Uh, rags, have you listened to Drunk Rags? Also, hi, Rags. I did once, the metal stream one. That was a trip. Mm -hmm. It was like the first time hearing that. Potatoes I and legit, no, I really didn't remember a vast majority of a lot of that. Uh, best slash worst interaction with a con customer slash client. Oh, I would have told a couple of stories. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we've, yeah, I'm sure we've given stories. Um, hmm. um, customer or client? Let's take. It's going back years. Um, I remember. I, uh, I told it on Twitter recently. Like the one of the best interactions I ever had. I know I've told it on EFAP as well, but it gave me hope for humanity. But one of the funnier ones I know I've told in a while was. Working in an old B and Q, good old DIY store, and um, I was in an aisle, literally just filled with toilet seats. That was the aisle. This place is pretty big. It's just a whole aisle of toilet seats. It's just like, yeah, you know, whatever toilet seat you want, you can get it. And I'm um, just, I'm just there stacking some toilet seats as you do. And a guy walked up to me, and he was like, "Excuse me, excuse me, sir." He, like, he, like, like in the way that he would appear around the corner looking for people, and he was like, "Ah, oh, yes, there we go, finally." He was like, um, uh, do you have any idea where the toilet seat aisle is? And I was just like, the kind of thing where you just, you just look at the person, like, that's funny. And then they were looking at me like, no, seriously? Then I was just I, like, I looked around and he was just like, oh, 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 thank you. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, okay. It's just, uh, you feel bad because you thought he was making a joke, but he wasn't. Man, you get fucking taxed 10 coins whenever I pass this place. What is this? Socialism? Can't handle this terrible Mario game for ruining my life. Um... Yeah, uh, I, I'm trying to think of like the worst customer interaction I've had, and it's just this, uh... Nothing's coming to mind. My, my horrible retail stories are fading as time goes on, which is nice, because I hated them. Yeah, the I, I have ones. plenty, I just... I don't, I don't know, it just seems unpleasant to share. <laughs> I'd have to think myself, because for the most part, it didn't happen that much, but the little things here and there, but nothing comes to mind immediately. Maybe if I'm reminded here and there, something might, mm -hmm. like, it might jog my memory. Yeah, that's worth pointing out, is that the really bad stories only happen every once in a while, and most people are pretty nice. Um... <laughs> most people are pretty neutral, is what I found. Uh, sure. I got a, like like and what I, I guess what I mean by neutral is like in in the store if uh, you know they're buying something, they, they they barely look and acknowledge and they just sort of hand it over. They pay and then it's done. And you're like yeah, no, that's fine. It was yeah. rare that I'd have someone who's just smiling at me and being like ah, oh, what a nice day it is. Not that they have to. You know, human beings shouldn't have to expect to talk about the fucking weather all the time. I understand. I never worked at a store. I always worked at restaurants. Well, is, uh, I've never actually worked at a restaurant. Really? Yeah, there's there's uh, some fertile ground for bad customer interactions there. Mm -hmm. um, Rags, here's a pun for you. Why does Picard say engage when he's not even married? Hmm. Most people get engaged when they aren't married, though. Yeah, that's true. I don't... Yeah, you're gonna have to reformat that joke. Think about it a moment. Get back to me. Also, 
Are you all right, all, or left? Do I mean politically? I don't know. Well, that's, it's funny if it is that case because of the, the answer that was just provided to another question like one minute ago. The whole labels thing? <laughs> yeah, I just find the labels to be kind of not valuable. It's not helpful. It feels like a really, it's just an excuse to write people off. I, yeah, I'm making a video on that. <laughs> exactly yeah, that. It was, it, and it feels like it's just across the fucking, like, spectrum. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it's, it's just an excuse to write people off. Well, it's also, there's lots of stuff that's weird, like, um, drug decriminalization is seen as, like, a left-wing policy, but, like, right-leaning libertarians have all the values that lead to it, so it's kind of weird that it's considered... Yeah, I don't know. There's lots of those things, crossovers, where, um... Like, I think... You know, being pro-gun is often seen as a right-wing thing, but like more lefty people are like, no, I, I like guns. And so it's yeah. like, hmm. Power um, to the people, people, but not like firearms. We can't, no. <laughs> um, Ligon season is about a psychotic psychic. I think it's supposed to be Legion, I guess. Uh, doesn't know about mutants in the beginning, doesn't, uh, thinks he's crazy and powers don't exist. I like season one, not season two. That's an interesting idea. Um, My Little Pony Gen 5 is about how all the ponies are racist and segregated. <laughs> <What>? Nice. <laughs> Young ponies have to teach everyone not to be racist and Trump Nazi pony is villain. <laughs> I what? hope this is true. <laughs> Trump pony is racist. Just uh, top quality, I'm sure. Um... Ever had an unbridled response to live theater? I feel like there's no real venue for breaking down writing problems in running plays slash musicals. Um, I think the loudest I was ever, funnily enough, was uh, the Predator movie. Um, the Predator. I, I remember at one point, uh, Smiler, who I typically see movies with, was like, shushed me, because I was getting very loud. That movie changes a lot about Predator as, as, as a thing, and it, it, it's frustrating, that's all. I'm assuming you guys are mostly quiet in cinema, though, like, respectable, respectable patrons. I tend to not speak at all. I tend not to. Yeah, I'm... I mean, yeah, I, I, obviously, I, I haven't seen many movies in theaters recently, obviously, because of COVID, that doesn't help, but I'm pretty sure I'm just, like, always silent, not saying much. Well, I tend to get annoyed, like, when people are talking, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to contribute to that problem. What would you rather, murmuring, uh, like, let's say every other five minutes just in the background that you can hear or a really strong smell from whatever food they have that's all right i'll i'll murmuring. take the murmuring yeah i'll take the murmuring i feel like i can zone out the murmuring easier than i can try to you know get the smell out of the way yeah the smell could ruin the whole experience Oh, I absolutely it could. There are certain things that I just absolutely cannot stand the smell of, and if I had to smell that for two and a half hours, I'd want to, like, jump off a cliff. Yeah. Um... Hello, EFAP. Been waiting to watch last week's episode until I finished Midnight Mass. Not typically a horror fan, but loved the show. Also, high rags. Hello! You might not love our coverage of it. <laughs> no point. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Been sad today. Uh, stream brought a smile. Thanks, Hyrags. Hello to you. Yeah, hope you're doing all right. Um, 
You did say that it can do black holes, and yes, with those descriptions, um, it's actually kind of easier for the high mid-tiers of the MCU. The power level of the comics is fucking asinine. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, but, you know, that goes for a lot of things when they power... It's, it's asinine in the MCU right now. Um, I don't know what Scarlet Witch can't do. They haven't reined in her powers yet at all? No, they made it more powerful by the end the of the opposite. show. Yeah. Really? Okay. She's like unlocked the ability to just fuck with reality at, at a whim. Uh, which apparently is more in line with the comic, but... I mean, whatever. Yeah, really big problems with writing when you do stuff like that. But... Um, what's so hard to understand about the anti-life equation? You get to control... You get to control... where does that go? Didn't we cover that whole thing? I'm trying to find out where the other half of this is. Oh. You get to control... because there's a several in a row. It just sort of... You get to control all, it's just universe range mind control. Simple. Just ignore the comics version where it can shoot energy blasts because having no visible effect is absolutely anthama to comic artists. I don't know what that means. Um... Anti-life equals universe-scale mind control and reality warping. Okay, so, like, when we're talking about mechanically what it means, that's not hard for me. I understand English. Like, yes, I know that finding that <laughs> thing means they have mind control of the universe. We are obviously talking about how the fuck does that make any sense at all? Like, mechanically. Yep. Yeah. An anathema. Is that what they... What is anathema? Anathema. Oh. What's that? I think it's the opposite of a panacea. Or, or an, an anathema is something or someone that one vehemently dislikes uh, from a formal curse by a pope or a council oh of the church, excom excommunicating a person or denouncing a doctrine. I've learned so many words today that I'm probably going to forget as well. Ooh, boy. Oh, darn. A learning stream. Um, I never said the anti-life equation wasn't stupid, just that it, what it does is damn simple. Like, that was never our problem uh, with it. No, it's not. <laughs> but also, it's not even simple. Well, it removes free will. It's like, from what? All sentient beings? Yeah. Do they lose free will to? What if, do we if, even have free will, real, like, in this universe, technically? Or And, and if we include that, dis that description of the how the formula works, like, I don't even want to go into how fucking yeah, complicated exactly. that is. Yeah, exactly. It ain't simple. It ain't simple. Yeah, there's issues that philosophers have been arguing about for thousands of years and yeah, nowhere even vaguely simple, close though. to resolution. They, they solved it in, in the anti-life equation from Dark That's Side. True. I, I don't know what Daniel Dennett's been doing. He should just you should just read the DC Comics universe. <laughs> They've got it all figured out. It's so simple. <laughs> it's pretty fucking yeah. funny at least. I'll give him that. Uh, to clarify what I mean by living concepts, imagine the idea of all dreams had a consciousness of their own or a living idea that can interact with others and influence its spread. Does that make sense? So, I probably wouldn't. So, if a dr a living dream. What does that mean? I don't. I don't really get what it. What does it mean to be alive? Yeah, it's one of those flowery kinds of like. What do you, when you say living dream? Like it's it's something you'd see in a dream, but it's actually happening. Or like yeah, what like that could mean a couple things, you know and. Like it's, it's. I think like if every person who hears that is going to have their own, you know, kind of idea of what that is. So in in some ways that could be useful. In other ways it could be totally useless. So it depends on how you use it. You know, like many things. Yeah. Um. 
well, that's, that's, yeah. Misanthropony problem on the new content is exact thing what the Star Wars sequels have. This is also a sequel in the far future. All main characters are dead, and their goals didn't happen. Get him on, you need to talk to him about MLP. Love you guys, and high rags. Hello to you. I, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't have a lot of investment my in My Little Pony. Yeah. I don't care, yeah. Rag seems to have a lot of fans in chat. That makes sense. Do well, Rags. <laughs> Rags, you got some fans in the EFAP audience, did you know that? Uh, I think they're here to spite me, not because of me. Oh. Which gives me all the more reason to never leave. <laughs> Here's the life equation if you're curious. It's the thing Fringy posted about the, um... Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Is it just the anti-life equation, but the reverse? Oh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, that's the life equation. It's just like... Uh, companionship, understanding, assurance, joy, altruism, respect, commendation, sympathy... Sorry, divided by the sympathy. I don't... fuck it. It's None of it's gonna make any sense to you. It won't well, make sense I to anybody. So if, if someone's will gets taken by the anti-life equation, can you just recite the life equation and give it back? I don't... I, why would you ask such crazy questions? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it at all. <laughs> Howdy Massives, currently listening to you guys while making a fantasy map for short stories. I want to write. Howdy Rags. Also Fringy Love Hello. Channel. Oh, thanks. Yeah, good stuff. Keep at it. Um, Fringy, how does saying words do that? So I guess magical spells that are activated with words don't make sense? Man, the level of charitability is off well, the charts. I was about to say, so it's magic then, is what you're saying. So what the fuck does it have to do with anything so, else? What, what, yeah. Magic is uh, like a magic system. I guess system. there's magic across the DCEU that strips free will from, from what? Like, it, do flies have free will? I, I'm, I'm, nah, I'm not even, like, I, I'm, like, man, the level of uncharitability there. <laughs> oh, yeah, magic spells are stupid because I said, wait, so if I speak a formula, an equation, that strips free will from everything in the universe. It makes you wonder, like, is it a matter of, like, whatever I want in this moment, that's what everyone comports to do in the universe for me? Or, t you know, to my, but yeah. how does it, it's not like I get a console what and I can write out like? my commands, you know? Exactly. This is a lot more complex than saying Avada Kedavra and you fire a green goo at someone and they die. Yeah. Um... I don't get why universe scale powers confuse you guys. It's just normal powers but stupidly larger in scale. Or is that the source of them doesn't make sense to you? Or do you not get why it... what it does? I'm not saying this is good writing, I'm just confused as to why you're so baffled by these things. I, I assume we made it clear at this point, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, at every regard of what this thing is, how you find it, what what it actually is, and then what it does, it's so unclear and confusing and edgy. The anti-life, I mean, literally everything about it's confusing. Yeah. A lot of sci-fi short stories have things called cognito hazards, which basically set off an uncontrollable response in your brain by looking at them. If the anti-life equation was just like that, it'd be fine. What? What? Sorry, like the, I'm, I'm lost. The VHS and the short ring stories have something that makes your your mind like not have free will anymore. Well, it says 
They set off an uncontrollable response to your brain by looking at them. That's that could be a lot, lot of things. things. Yeah. Off uncontrolled reactions. That's um, like if there's a if if you watch a movie and then you get sad because something sad happens, that's an uncontrolled reaction. <laughs> but then the gods say, making it an actual known equation ruins the whole concept since the simple fact Fringy can read it to us proves it doesn't actually work. Well, so I wouldn't go that far because of course there are plenty yeah. of things people read in fiction that do things that don't do the yeah, thing. Yeah, that in... don't work in reality. Yeah. It's much more to do with how is it that that is it in English too? Because fucking hell. I I guess maybe. I don't Just know. more questions to ask, of course. Um, maybe it was translated because because he speaks it. Fuck, I don't even want to. <laughs> um, there aren't that many people on the spaceship in Wally. -E. That means likely millions, if not billions, of people died while trapped on Earth. And don't give me the BS that every single human got off the planet. Why would we? Mm. I assume they didn't. Also, I don't, I don't was, know. Because was there only one ship as well, or were there other ships? Yeah. Uh, well, that's a good question. I'd have to look into what exactly they tell us is the truth of the history mm. of uh, them escaping Earth. Because yeah. I, I can't remember. Can't remember either. Um... The aliens that made the Mandarin's rings are dead. Mandarin made them sound more grandiose. No sun, just extreme heat. No portal to space. Supreme cold. Okay, what are you... I'm very confused by... We were reading the descriptions, guys. Like, If you're telling us, like, that's not actually what they do in the comics, it's like, okay. That's... I don't know. What, what, what was the source on those descriptions of the rings? If not, I'm guessing, were they lies? Or were they just a part of a different, like, comic thing? Were they thing? part of a different comic? Yeah. In which like, case, how are we meant to tell that from a glance? Well, I'm just going to go as far as saying, like, we have no desire to lie about the Mandarin's powers. We're just reading that comic. Like, that's all. Yeah. Um, it would take tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of those ships to even hold a billion people. I do, again, I do not know the numbers on the ship or on the planet. I'd, I'd have to check with the film. Whether there were other ships. Wait, what, what property are we in now? Uh, Wally talking about... Okay, that's what, that's what I thought, yeah. I think they were, they were trying to... Cause it's weird, because they're trying to say, like, people must have died or been left behind. And I'm just like, yeah, probably. Yeah, do we assume that they saved everyone? I, yeah. I mean, isn't it... If I remember correctly, it's kind of ambiguous. Like, there could be other ships, right? Is it presumed that all I, of humanity is on the one yeah. All that's left, I suppose. No, 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 it's clarified, because the, the ending sequence had, like, the cartoons of ships and stuff, and there was more ships. Was there? I think so. Hmm. Maybe other ships were contacted? I can't remember. Yeah, well, I, I have to go back and rewatch it so I can argue about it, so I'll let you know. <laughs> but the, the well, I mean, I'd be up for watching movies. it again. We can we can organize that if you want. Oh, yeah, sure. I like movies. They're fun. I'm, I'm Honestly, I'm kind of expecting to walk that back a little bit, but, uh... Yeah. That we'll you see. like movies? No, just <laughs> me too. I'm gonna I, walk that I, back I, that I like movies. I, no, I, no, yeah, I'm not gonna walk that back. No, I, I, I expressed like a moderate distaste of Wally or a slight hot take. I expect that I'm at least a little bit wrong. So I mean. Um, change title to with Duma to force better name. I could do that. I could. Um, any yeah, thoughts on the new? MGS3 remake being made? No. Nope. Afraid not. No. 
No thoughts. I am un uh, useless on that topic. Yeah. Uh, new Nintendo casting announcements. Eddie Murphy as Ice Climbers. Roseanne as Samus. <laughs> 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 Roseanne as Samus. <laughs> Eddie Murphy as the Ice Climbers. <laughs> I fucking love that. Are you kidding me? That'd be amazing. Eddie that's Murphy that's actually really good. That's a, that's a top meme. Um, <laughs> they have another one. Nicholas Cage as Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, is it is, is Eddie Murphy as Ice Climbers baked in that he's playing multiple characters? Because if that if it is, that's like Well yeah, he has to play awesome. both of them. Yeah. That's that's the fucking ice great. Yeah, they just have the same voice. That's fantastic. <laughs> um the final one is Fred Savage as Shigeru Miyamoto. Make it happen, Nintendo. Uh, rags. Emotions personified is pretty obvious, and concepts and ideas being personified aren't. They're pretty similar from an ideas perspective. So before you answer, Rags, th this is the same person that's been mm -hmm. talking about the whole living ideas thing. And if I can, you're probably going to have a, maybe a different answer. I don't know. But it seems much more straightforward to me. If you say to me a, a living concept, I'm going to look at you like you're a weirdo. But if you tell me a personified emotion, I'd be like, oh, you mean like an angry person is anger and... Maybe he's dressed yeah. in a way that's like rough and, you know, like a, a tie that's like done up really tight or maybe even partially off and the collar's up or fucked up, you know, looking rough. Like I can, a personified thing, I understand, but living, th personified versus living, I think that one is clear and one is like, what does that mean? I've never, I've never no. heard living. Yeah, it's well, pretty... Well, living has con connotations. Well... I think in, in order to tack on to that, not all, for instance, not everything is easily personified. So emotions are things that are the, the vast, almost exclusively the things that are emotional that we understand come from other people, right? So it's very easy to personify those things. Anger and sadness and regret and joy, those are things we've experienced personally, and we see them constantly from other agents that we interact with, right? But some concepts are much more difficult to imagine in a more anthropomized, anthropomorphized form. For instance, concepts, concepts like the horizon or tomorrow or things of that nature. How do you, how do you give these things like a corporeal form? You know how how do you mm -hmm. how are some concepts able to be translated into a a living breathing kind of thing? Um, whereas emotions are easy to do that with. Um, it's, like, it's like a preset. Yeah, uh, some things are just not. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's to, also yeah, so that, that is a tack on to that. It's also that like people people are emotion making machines. So like, I mean it. it so like what you were talking about is expressive emotion. Like you experience an emotion because a character expresses it. But there's also like other ways to invoke emotion as well. I mean, it's just, there's so many ways to do that. But yeah, an abstract concept. Yeah, like like the future is. <laughs> the future <laughs> very, is a person. That's the thing. If I said the future is a person, you you picture like a guy in like a sci-fi outfit or something, and that's kind of the best you can come up with. But you still don't think that really that doesn't really do it, does it? Uh, meanwhile, if I said anger personified. It's almost like you'll just you just take away all the other emotions from a person, and then you crank anger, and that's you're done. Yeah. Um, and but you can even think of the clothing and the and the attitudes and whatever to match it. It's, I just think there's way more potential there than the other stuff. 
You yeah. know, if you think about concepts, like some are easy. Justice, the concept of justice. Oh, easy symbolically. The blind chick with the scales and a sword. Man, we got that nailed for justice. I, mean, I was, was going to say Harvey um, Dent. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, but yeah, <laughs> so, some stuff like that that comes from that comes from people. Those are a lot easier. Bravery, right? The concept of bravery. Pretty gonna be probably pretty easy for you to create a character or to embody that in a physical form that you could look at and say, ah yes, that is bravery personified. Or something like that. But some some things are just uh, like what's thoroughness personified? Yeah, what it what like, I, don't I know. mean <laughs> uh philosophy you know um meaning that's a concept that things mean things how do you how do you personify the concept of meaning um, you could you could present like things that are packed with meaning but i don't know how you would express like the concept tough, of meaning yeah. through a character i yeah. can't even i'm not sure conceptually how you would even approach that and what if your concept is some like it, it uh, like something that is like I'm sure you can even breach into the realm of almost like contradictory where the fact that it has a form means that it's like can you should you even give a form to something that is formless like formless as a concept how do you you know it's like uh, maybe, I don't know it's a thing I'm getting tired so. um, how would you PEMDAS the anti-life equation well, with how it's described, you've got multiplying, dividing, adding, subtracting in there, so PEMDAS uh, would give you the order. I'd yeah. try to end with happiness, uh, get all the bad stuff out of the way, and then try and really get in all that, that happiness and things. Something that might be more good at the end, but I don't I don't really have a preference, I suppose. Um, an EFAP on my birthday? Thanks, Massives. I've been a fan since before EFAP had its name, and you guys have gotten me through countless work days. Keep up the good work. Very well, sir. We shall. And, uh, hope you have a good birthday. Uh, car Hitler sending car Jews to Karshwitz. <laughs> yep. Karshwitz. <laughs> hey, they made that happen, okay? Oh, yeah, the leak. You can hear it now. It all makes sense. Uh, what, uh... Would gas stations be too close in name to chambers? What if Car Hitler's paint chips? Is he no longer part of the Uber wagons? Oh, he's a top quality jokes, I will say. Uh, do they have car strip slash hookers or Riri cars? There's a whole universe for them to create there, you know? Rags, what about car civil war and car slavery? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just have it all at that point. <laughs> car Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> the car taxes, they had no representation. Damn British cars. Uh, Mola, you dumbo, the reason why the lightsaber was huge in Visions was because the Kyber Crystal was the size of a tangerine. Hello all, and most importantly, high ranks. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that's very satisfying. <laughs> the mountain-sized lightsaber. Uh, back. It's too J.J. Abrams for me. Like, uh, 
it's, it's all... It's, 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 oof, that scene was hard to watch, let's put it that way. But, um, oh, and, and high rags. Hello! Uh, Clint was human and Episode 4 heavily contradicts movie. What if contradicts fucking all of the MCU pretty much constantly? It's just the thing that it does. Um, eat cake with a spoon, it's soft and you don't have the cake slipping off. No, I, I want to stab. I want to be able to stab the cake if I need to, because I use the. You can stab fork. with a You can cut the. No, you can stab with a spoon, especially it's a cake. Wait, to to stir? What? Wait, you stab? What are you stirring? Stirring cake. What, what? <laughs> oh no, stab! No stab. What? What's happening? I'm very lost. Yeah, I, yeah. Stab. So you could cut the cake. Uh, I cut the cake with my uh, my my fork right along the side because it's cake. Anything cuts cake. Then I can stab it. So, and then so put it in my mouth. anything cuts cake, like a spoon. Yeah, but I don't want to scoop up the cake. I want to just be able to poop, stab well, so it right on the fork. Stabbing is well, no, 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 no. You can't go back to stabbing. <laughs> that part is out. Back. You, can you I went stab back with to using spoon? stab. No, as I don't, like a I don't even know if you remember, Rags. You said in opposition fork, to the spoon yeah. that you want to be able to stab, and then you, you said anything stab can stab. We now yeah, now oh, we've I might use wrong word. I might use wrong word. In terms of cutting, you could cut pretty much anything with a cake because it's very, very soft, right? You could cut anything with a cake. I'm, I'm so fucking tired. You can cut. I'm tired a, too. I don't know. You can like, cut yeah, I'm not a cake with everything. <laughs> Any, pretty much anything can cut through that yeah, cake. Yeah. So cutting right? is irrelevant, so, then, right? So well, what, what is just, the reason why it's you not just this picture of a guy running around cutting things with cake? At all, it's not that it's not it's just that. It isn't that. Well, yeah, I have the rest that I detailed with the okay, stabbing well, and being able to. Boop, got it on my fork now. Time is... to... I don't know why you're back to stabbing again. Like, <laughs> I think that's useful. That. It's useful for eating with a fork if to stab. But things. you've established that you can stab with anything. You said that, which means that we need to get. If rid I said, of if I, if I said else. you could stab with anything, what I mean is that when you stab with a, not everything stabs with the same efficiency. In sure. Utility. I so, can agree instance, with that. So it, you, it's about the difference of the utility of the stabbing then, not the act of stabbing itself. Yeah, yeah, for, forget the idea about you can stab with anything. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, all right, so, it's just you brought it you, up, that's all. <laughs> you brought it up. So you, you cut the cake with the knife, and then you could stab it with the knife, which leaves it on the knife nice and easy. Then you can transition that to your mouth very efficiently. You can and you think that's better with, than a spoon? Well, why, yeah, I think so. Wait, so, it yeah. so you, you cut so. with the fork... Yeah. And it, it stays on the fork, but when you cut with a spoon, it doesn't stay on the spoon. When you when you cut with a spoon, you can, but I think it's easier with a fork and more consistent that you could but just... You, didn't you just say a knife? That you would stab it with a knife and then have did it I admit, on the knife? Did I say knife? You did. You, uh, you, oh my you goodness. did. Uh, or am I going okay. insane? I'm pretty sure I, you I might said have knife, said, and I lost I'm, the plot okay. there. Okay, let's, well, you we're, can, you we can. gotta reset and make so, this super clear. Okay, okay. What? reset. What is it? Total reset, because I'm talking about things that I don't even What is it know. that the fork can do well, that the spoon cannot? I think that the spoon allows you to manipulate the cake and get it into your mouth more efficiently than a spoon does. <laughs> I think that the composition of a cake, which is spongy, you know, bread-like. Am I going insane? Did he just say a spoon is better than a spoon? <laughs> oh yeah, that's my point, right? Is that you can have many different kinds of cake, and all kinds of cake that I know of really are, they, they, a fork is really great 
at dicing them up, cutting them, getting them well, on the fork, you know bringing what? it to here's, your mouth, and also is, with the, a cake, the you, could, you could spoon okay. with a fork as well. A fork so, can well, sit. So, so that's that's my counter, right? Is that if by by using a fork to cut the cake and then to stab back into the cake, that's two actions. Whereas with the spoon, you can just stab it and then it's on the spoon. It's ready to eat. And so why not just cut the middleman and just take the spoon and then do that instead of doing it with the with the fork? I think it gives you better accuracy for how far you could stab because of its straightness in terms of how No, I'm you talking can... about not the stabbing, the slicing specifically. That when you slice the cake and then you have the piece that you want to eat, if you're using a spoon, it's just the one action. Uh, and it's to like fork... scoop, like like scooping cake, well, what like I'm saying a small piece of cake off of a larger piece of cake. You... Now you can do that with a fork. You can, but the spoon is obviously going to be better for that than the, yeah, than more the designed fork. For that. So you're saying um, that you, if you have a piece of cake, a sufficiently large piece of cake that's been taken from the entire cake, right? It mm -hmm. is on yeah, your, yeah, your basically blue a slice of cake plate, that you right? want to bite up. What you do, so you're manageable. saying you take the spoon and you scoop a smaller piece of cake from that um, cake. Oh, I think I know why I don't... Yeah, okay, so I think, to my experience, sometimes when you try and scoop the piece off of the other piece... Based off of the motion of your hand and the kind of piece you're trying to get from the other piece, it falls over. It doesn't just scoop right onto the spoon, but because cakes are often tall, right, and pieces can be narrow, sometimes they will fall over. And in order to get it on the spoon, if that happens, you will have to you you put the spoon down. But and to, you'll have you, to that use... would be the same for a fork, though. It would be the same. You, no, you it would be you know, exactly the same because right. It, you're stabbing either way. There is no change. But no, with the spoon, no, 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 no. If you're, and if you are, if, if no, if, no, stop. If you're cutting, if you're cutting it like with a spoon, it could fall the other way, and the same would happen if you cut it with a with a fork. The same thing However, would happen. That's true. The but, only difference would be right? if you stabbed it. But there is a big, there's a there's a big difference here. Whereas, let's imagine you have now separated the small piece of cake from the larger piece of cake. And tragedy, it falls down and is now yeah. lying prone, if you will, on the Blue's Clues plate. Okay? So now, if you have a fork, that doesn't matter because you could just stab it and lift it up. If you have a spoon, to scoop up that smaller piece will often require you to either drag that piece to the edge of the plate where it is slightly raised so you can get Maybe some leverage to get under the with spoon. Or Wouldn't you, you just press it against the current slice? Yeah. You, you could also do that. That is a possibility. You could do that. And, and yeah, you, you concerns as well. Oh. With, depending on the cake, you know, if you stab it with the fork, it might start to tear it into more crumble. pieces. Yeah, yeah. whereas if I've got it sitting on my spoon... Well, here's something, though. If it's sitting on the spoon, it's going to be fine. But if I stab it, I take a risk that it's mm. going to break it apart. And so it makes also... you wonder, just scoop it with the spoon chop it with the spoon, put it on the spoon, and put it in your mouth. It seems like that's a really safe approach. And what if what if halfway through you decide that you don't want to have that piece you put off? What if you don't want to have it all at once? You can keep a piece of cake on your put fork more thought and into your cups, of it. I don't know. And another thing, another bonus, is that let's say you're having ice cream with your cake, as many people do. 
That's I know that's what our family does. We like. To Is that ice what many people do? I think so. Ice cream, like even make they even. I make feel ice like it, it happens less often than it. Ice cream. I feel like that Spoon's best friend. Than... Well, yeah, here, I, well, get, yeah, of course. Well, here's the thing, right? You can use that fork to take all of the like the the somewhat or semi melted ice cream that's on that plate, and you could use that fork to like get the cake and like mix it around and just kind of put it on that cake and then lift it up. And it is delicious. As it is with a spoon. Yeah. We should we should poll chat about who won that debate because it was intense. Yeah, it was intense. Though the, my favorite part was when Rags, I don't even know if you realized, but at one point you described how much better a spoon is than a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. It's, well, it was fucking great. Who can great. argue with that? Who can argue with that? Um do 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 I bet the person who sent that super chat never expected that. <laughs> so anyway. I didn't expect that. I don't even know. Um someone called Shad or Skullagram or Metatron Swordsmaster. I disagree. I rate them adept, experienced, experienced. Okay. Um as an uh, actua swordsmaster from the period would likely trash them without any contest. I mean, I don't even know that they would disagree with that. They're only, like, practicing... I don't, I don't want to speak for them, but, like, I doubt as YouTubers that they expect they would be able to defeat, like, Swordsmasters. An from actual the yeah. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to speak for them. Um, it's amazing the difference between the top 5 to 10 in sport slash game compared to the top 25 and the top 100. It's like those in the top 100 are amateurs and the top 5 to 10 see the Olympics and the Pro S... That's StarCraft 2, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's probably true. Of course, one of the things. interesting things is that when once you get to like the the very very top of any craft, you are disproportionately rewarded favorably. Well, yep. yeah, the the top number one will see number one hundred as like pathetic and amateur. Maybe when that one hundred is like leagues uh, impressive to us. On yeah, this, of course. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, what's the difference between editing, rewriting, and redrafting? My process for all three seems to be the same, but I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Um, I'm pretty sure rewriting and redrafting are the most similar. Editing is a little bit different. Editing... So the, the way I would try I'm and separate sure. them out is editing is, is an umbrella tune. Well, that's the I problem. So. This yeah. is If we're talking strictly about writing, editing your writing versus redrafting your writing. Editing sounds like you can move around, while redrafting sounds like you go from start to finish. Yeah, rewriting feels like when I'm like, I need to cut this scene or this sequence and like... Yeah, rewriting... Yeah. yeah, that I agree. That's how I would probably distinguish the three of more, them. I would say rewriting is more substantive in terms of what's happening in the story, whereas editing is often like the tweaking, making sure that everything is like written correctly, grammatically, punctuation, stuff like that. But yeah. then there are different types of editing because, like, for novels, there's difference between like the editing that is strictly for, um, you know, just English. Uh, yeah, copy oh. editing brain is, yeah, melting here. <laughs> Fucking Waluigi just sometimes doesn't do anything. I mean, I choose to be paired by the most Chad character in all of the Mario world, and what he's, like, Sigma, acting up. Sigma male energy. I'm yeah. not gonna play yeah. your games. I'm not gonna play your mini-games for your oh, coins. Yeah, I mean, but then we lose, like Waluigi. <laughs> then, we, then we lose? Get... I don't care if we win. Uh, Chad is asking if pizza is a pie or a cake. It's a pie. Is, is it pizza a pie? considered a pie? A pizza pie. 
Isn't pizza just its own thing? I thought pizza pie no, was pizza, a thing. Like, pie. as in pizza yeah. pie well, is a different I, I, thing I've from heard pizza. Of pizza pie, but I thought a pizza was just its own thing. Like, I thought if, it was its if, own if thing, but a category. Then pizza is a category. You know? I do not know. There are a lot of yeah. similarities with pie. I have to admit. Well, I mean, it's it's a savory. Oh wait, no, sorry, I, I forget. I'm in Australia. We have more savory pies than uh sweet pies. Um, yeah, I, I mean, anything I can like be a pie, technically. <laughs> I will make it. Well, anything could be on pizza, right? I could put a pie on a pizza. You could put a, a pie pizza pie. On a pizza, on a pizza, on a pizza. Have any of you checked out The Guilty on Netflix? Neat premise with Nightcrawler vibes. Also high rag, scratches for the doggo. Oh, thank you. Um, no, I have not. Sounds like it could be interesting. Speaking of things held up with bad dialogue, Atla, t t you gotta stop doing that. You're gonna, oh, you're gonna enrage everybody. You can't just tell them that. <laughs> the way they remember from the childhoods will be ruined. I think internal monologue in anime can be done right. It depends on the situation. It can all be done right. It's just that um, so I much of it that. is surprising to me sometimes. I'm just like, whoa, this is considered like top tier when the characters explain everything they feel to you. It makes me feel angry. Exactly. That's another good Futurama reference. I think, right? That's what you're going for? Well, no. uh, I think that was Cryptomnesia. I thought I was coming up with it, but you're right, that is Futurama. Well, the Futurama one's <laughs> a little bit hands different. Idle play things. Yeah. The Futurama yeah. one's... Oh, wait. I was thinking of the one no, where... It's, you... No, it's almost exactly the same. The Devil's Hands Are Idle play things. I was... Well, so I'm, like... I'm gunning for the other one, um, where the what-if machine... Um, the uh, and, and I think Ben just says, I've always wanted to feel emotions because... Um, Everyone can and I can't, and that makes me sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and the devil's hands is like, I, I think the exact line is, you can't just have your characters announce how they feel. That makes me feel angry. So yeah, that, that was definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, I had, yeah. I had yeah, no that's idea, but that's like the, word for word. Yeah. That makes me yeah. feel angry. <laughs> yeah, the, the devil's hands are idle play things is the name of the first Futurama finale. Chat. Yes, season Dry. four finale, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm glad we had this conversation. I'm glad I can say that Bly Manor is not a horror because it's not. <laughs> Whatever you say. Like, okay, I give a fuck, is, right? It <laughs> is. It is. It is, but like, oh no, it doesn't get that particular genre title. It's the end of the way. It's just funny because you can make a compilation from that show of some of the things that happened. I'd be like, yes, this is totally not horror. Um, question for Rags, but also High Rags. Hello. Which, which Full Metal Alchemist did you watch? Original or Brotherhood? I think the original. Hmm. I think. I can't. It's been so long. I, can, I, I might. Uh, I, I can't quite remember. I watched Brotherhood. Um, The fact that Kung Fu Panda is still one of the best Kung Fu movie series is hilarious. The Chinese officials had a meeting about why their movies are not as accurate to Chinese history and mythology. Um, First one's really good. I mean, yeah, I, that's like a, I know. That, a lot I remember watching the first one many times when it came out. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Three fat movies. We should do it at some point. That, that'd be that'd be great. It'd be a lot of How fun. How many are there? There's three. I think there's three. I remember I the second seen, one being really bad. I haven't bad. seen three. I have, I've only seen one and two. What'd you think of two? I, oh man, I can't remember two, but I remember I wasn't as big of a fan of it as the first one. Yeah, that's, yep. I think you missed three of my super chats this stream. That is very unlikely. But I will have a quick look. See. Yeah. 
Um, so one, one of them was best lead, Mortal Kombat, Snake Eyes, and Shang-Chi. We definitely answered that. We did definitely did that. Uh, another one was Venom is better than Venom 2. We definitely answered that. And that's it for this stream, so... Well... Hopefully we caught him. Um, gun to your head, fuck, marry, kill, metal, Jay, and a marshmallow man. Nope, I will I will make it a rule. If you involve IRL people, then I will... Well, IRL people that I'm very close with, then <laughs> I'm allowed to veto. Yeah, we don't want to keep... It, it's going to be really depressing to have, uh, to have to keep breaking the news to Jay all the time. Yeah, it'll make metal happy, but that's not really, you know... Yeah. <laughs> Don't lie to Doomer about Australia. It doesn't exist, just like the Queen of England. Stop being rude before Santa doesn't put you on the good list. Oof. I thought you were on the good list by default, and then he takes you off and puts you on the naughty list. Maybe we're currently on the naughty Maybe list, and he's considering putting us back on the good one? I don't know. Maybe this is pessimistic. Mm. But I mean, doesn't Australia exist? I thought it was Finland, the one that didn't exist. <clears throat> Mola, they get away with it because it's anime. How is that different than people making excuses for the MCU or diverse movies? I'm what? specifically talking about the communities what? we're a part of. They, believe me, Marvel doesn't get away with fucking anything in our communities. Not here. Not here. We, we hate Marvel. Marvel shit. <laughs> right now, yes. <laughs> um, and if you don't think it gets enough criticism, then make that criticism. Literally, yeah. what we're so, doing. That's what, <laughs> what you're criticizing. You're criticizing the criticism that's being levied. I don't understand. What have we? <laughs> that's what we do. Like, um, and then it follows up with, "I might be misunderstanding with uh, you. Maybe I'm just trying to make this clear. Since it's such a broad denouncement of a specific category of media, but I think I get what you're saying. The the main thing to take away is that anime is ass, like a lot of things." Um, but for some reason it gets away with loads of shit, and so you end up having lots of really bad things celebrated. Um, that is not something that doesn't happen with mainstream stuff, even in our own communities. To this day, Winter Soldier is held as the greatest in the MCU for some reason. That's a mystery, but, well, I say it's a mystery. We have theories on exactly how that's happened. Um, it's very well paced, as we said. Nice action in it, all that stuff, but, um... Yeah, anime is like that on steroids. It gets away with all kinds of crazy shit. That, um, again, like, you know the power level stuff? That's, like, all over anime. The second J.J. Abrams does it, we all, like, highlight it as, like, oh, fuck, here go, the, here, the stakes are gone. Or, like, in Marvel when they do it. Definitely the dialogue stuff. But, Speaking um... The power level. Did you see Cowboys versus Aliens? I have seen that. Not for a while, though. I, I, I didn't, but I figured that, like, how could they possibly balance the power levels of like <laughs> it just seems so insane i don't know what do you think of it um i don't remember anymore no, that's, not, that's not a good review <laughs> that's my insight <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god the computers are wrecking me right now it's embarrassing oh i got two of them nice well, they just stand there. Okay, never mind. Um, uh, but I think I can get what you're saying better if you say people aren't criti critical enough of anime. That's, that's, that's literally what the we say. Point, um, 
One I think you'd like is Ten Deities. No only peace as the heroes are as immortal as the villains. I don't know why that would be a point of praise. Um, or, or anything other than neutral, but for very different reasons. One actively wants to destroy humanity and the other doesn't care if humanity destroys itself so long as... so long as lives. Not gonna lie, rewatching a series that covers all of the Avatar episodes, it's much worse than I remember, but certainly better than most of its contemporaries. Its contemporaries would be stuff from the mid-2000s. Yeah, and if we're talking about, if we include That's more than, like, drama TV shows, or are we just doing cartoons? Well, even if it's cartoons... Even if it's cartoons, the competition's there was tough. A lot of good stuff on cartoon Network Wasn't Spongebob at out at that point? Spongebob was definitely on at that time. Yeah, so I don't know. <clears throat> I agree Redemption with the first half, not the second half. Cool. Necessarily. Um... I personally find the... Oh, wait, so that's the... Yeah, so that's the end of that section. Um... I don't know how we could be more clear about the anime thing. It's just... <laughs> it's like, why don't you be critical of it then? It's like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, hello, massives. Missed the fapping because I hiked for eight hours. Got chased off the mountaintop by some angry goats. But worth the trip. Happy tisms. <laughs> hey, <laughs> just wondering what that looks like. Hope you're right, yeah. Goats hanging out on a mountain. We don't want any friend... Yeah, it's like, you know, goats, if you, if you, you know, interact with the human, maybe, maybe human will look after you, you know, there's, there's a thing that can happen there. I wonder if there's any understanding of that in the animal kingdom beyond, like, elephants. I'm pretty sure they do, but some kind of, like, those fucking humans, they control everything if we can just <laughs> get... Have you seen what happened with dogs and cats? They live in the dream. <laughs> it's not fair. Uh, I personally find the training and discovering your powers part of stories to be annoying. I'd rather see emotional development and character development from people already at their top or near the top of their powers. I'm fine with both as long as they're done well. Mm -hmm. yeah, like finding I your like power the... versus someone who's already very powerful and just... I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, feel getting, like all of it can work. Getting your powers, learning your abilities, and uh, the work that goes into that can open up many possibilities for character growth and emotional uh, you know, emotional stuff. Well, is there any way to have an origin story where there isn't, like, an element of training? I mean, well, otherwise, you seem to just be in Mary Sue territory or whatever, where they're just automatically good. Well, so it's intrinsically nonsensical if you can have a growth story that requires no growth because then there is everyone would just be things you know what i mean like there would be no aspirations because you would just be the thing yeah like today i will be a doctor and it's like all right there you go that's sweet um so the word journey is going to come up a lot with that as well uh you have loads of options with all sort of points in a training's a history, and I, I would just say, if someone was like, I'm getting bored of the sequence where they're bad with a sword and then they get better and better, I'd just be like, oh, well, you're not supposed to just be doing that in those scenes, right? There's supposed to be dialogue and sort of other backs and forths. You can have the montage involve more than just whether or not they're getting better with a sword. Uh, that's a specific example, but you know what I mean. It's all opportunities for storytelling. Um... So no Ray randomly discovering super god mode, just people like Mace Windu and Yoda dealing with stuff, whether it be interpersonal drama or trying to organize their life, maybe foil plots? Yeah, again, I, I'm not against stories like that, I just... You know, all of them can work. We get a lot of origin stories though, I, I guess I agree. Um, I want them to have their powers pre-established in-universe. 
pre-established in universe? Have yeah. their powers pre-established in universe? I would. I, want I guess they just mean like the means. like a title crawl establishes it. I don't know if that's what that means. Or they don't pull their powers out of nowhere when they need them. So that, maybe that's what they mean. Where it's like, oh, I I can levitate. Oh well, this is um, but, the end of that thing about the Mace Windu stuff. So so they're saying like they want okay. all of that to be clear well before we even start the story. I guess. Hmm. And uh, no, they make more money from a watch on Nebula video than their YouTube. Oh well, I, I don't know the maybe, specifics of that, but I mean yeah. maybe watch for watch, but view count wise, there's no way uh, um, Nebula's going to be able to compete with YouTube's view counts. Nebula's going to be siphoning YouTube viewers. Like you're going to be sending people to Nebula from YouTube. I I don't know if Nebula's popular enough. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, you guys are acting like it's super immoral to use something like Nebula. I, I'm not a fan of locking content off from people arbitrarily to get more money out of them. There's lots of ways to get more money out of people. Um, the peak of this is, like, the horrible microtransaction gambling games. That's, yeah, I, it, I don't like it. I just because it's legal. I'm not going to do it myself. Yeah. Um, you, I, I don't think it makes you an evil person to do so. I mean, there are degrees, yeah. right? That's just yeah, at the very least, it's distasteful. Yeah, and, and like Nebula is a system designed specifically to do that. Like, let's not pretend that they're like, Nebula is this amazing thing where I get to add one minute extra of video for you to see at a cost. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nebula's doing this. Like, that's it's the. Wait, do you, how does it work? I don't even know. Do you need like a subscription to use it? I think yeah, so. Yeah, Nebula first. Plus would be the subscription. I think. Oh, uh, okay. Nebula, the MCU character. <laughs> <laughs> um, screw, marry, kill, Harley Quinn, Ratcatcher 2, Katana. Oh, kill K Harley well, instantly. Well, Harley's dead. Uh, uh, I'd probably... Go marry Ratcatcher 2, right? And screw Rat Katana. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this blade trapped the cum of its victims. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of all this living concept thing, look up the term Egregore. Honestly, 4chan has taken this concept to its logical and tismy conclusion. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know if I want to know. Egregore. It is from French, uh, from ancient Greek, blah, blah, blah. It is an occult concept representing a distinct non-physical entity that arises from a collective group of people. Historically, the concept referred to angelic beings or watchers and the specific rituals and practices associated with them namely with Enochian traditions. More contemporarily, the concept has referred to a psychic manifestation or <gasps> thought form occurring when any group shares a common motivation being made up of and influencing the thoughts of the group. The symbiotic relationship between an egregore and its group has been compared to the more recent non-occult concepts of the corporation as a judicial person or legal entity and the meme. All right, then. Um, I'm trying to say that those descriptions were made by the Mandarin himself to sound more OP. The rings are powerful, but not earth-shattering. Oh, well, if that's what the context of that uh, comics page is, then yeah, they're not as powerful, but... Um, I guess we'd have to see what an actual description of the ring's power can do. 
A single water molecule isn't wet, but a group of them are, since then the water molecules are covered with other water, making the inside water wet. Oh, right. I mean, can water molecules be soggy? That's basically my argument for why water is wet. Uh, Mole, you misread my super. I said you didn't need to. No need to reread it, but check his Star Wars vids. I, oh man, I don't remember which 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 one was that. One second, and I have been known to do that. I've read words wrong sometimes. It's very embarrassing. Oh, you don't need to talk about MLP is what they said. Not need to. My bad. It's good that you clarified that. <laughs> it's, it's important. Um, let them eat cake with a fork. <laughs> I mean, that means that they're allowed to eat it with a fork or a spoon, and that's the perfect world. You know, use whatever yeah, utensil use you whatever want. Yeah, use whatever you want. Yeah. Um, have y'all seen Patrician TV here on YouTube? He did a really good 12-hour review of uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Stumbled onto him and really liked his content. I have not. I have not. No, I don't, I don't know that one. I but... appreciate I can. I can admire the dedication to make a review that long on mm. a game that is... Uh... Not really in vogue at the moment, but I yeah I could see myself if I put it would take a lot of work, but yeah you know, there's a lot to talk about in those games, so who knows? Who knows? Rags, you filthy weeb! Watch Cowboy Bebop Animu. I have. There you go. I even referenced it in I don't know in something, <laughs> but uh, yeah I have seen it. I have seen it stuff I like. Um, guys, guess who once portrayed Fu Manchu? Christopher... Christopher... I get, I'm getting tired too. Christopher fucking Lee! Look it up. It was a famous episode of Ooh. Mystery Science Theater 3K. Um, I think I already nice. knew that. I, I have, everyone knows about the Nicolas Cage one as well, I think. Or a lot of people do. Um, Rogman, your PFP is well done. Longman, your PFP is wonderfully spooky. Doggo, your PSP is adorable. Since I have characters left, piss. Ah, that's fair enough. Yeah, there you go. Thank you very much. It's the whole tabs uh, works. I Excellent. Like I like it. You guys PFPs are really good. Let's Thank you very much. Your, yeah, thanks. Your, yours is um, you know, you know. It's alright. Kind of shitty, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. Living dream. It's a dream that's alive and thinking like a person. It's not made of matter. It's made of thoughts. What is this? I'm happy to just move on from that. I don't know what that. I can't. Like, how do we, how do we conceive of that? A dream. It's alive and thinking. A dream well, is. If, it's, if the dream is thinking, who does it belong to? It's alive, uh, bringing we, to itself. But that's the it, thing. Does it have the biological only... functions or it's, what? It's the universe dreaming of itself. Oh. Whoa. That's actually a line in Midnight Mass. Oh, it is. God, that. Wait, it is? Yes, but it's not. I don't think it's from Midnight Mass. I think. Because a lot of people have seen is uh, Carl Sagan's reference to a whole bunch in uh, Midnight Mass. I'm not sure if he said that. Ooh. Yeah, it's shit for losers. Wow, right. Um, I can understand people thinking anime gets a pass, but I go. But I can go to any anime consumer, and they would say most of it is trash like any other media. Okay. Fair enough. Um, alrighty. That, 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 that's, that's that. We've caught up with today's wow. Snapchat. 
Incredible. Wonderful. I want to eat food. Oh, well, okay. Uh, I mean, before, your first thing first, did you go to, like, the, I'll probably have to refresh in a moment and read out whichever one's coming a little bit next. Um, but first of all, uh, Duma Politics, thank you so much for hanging out with us for nine and a half yeah. hours. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's been fun. And I'm very exhausted. I'm surprised you guys can do this all the time. Yeah, it's no, fun. you get used to it. You just succumb to your fate and do what you can. You stay up. You get some practice in. You make sure you sleep and you know you just pay attention. Multitask a bit yeah, it's here only, and um, there. Just it's only twice a week. You know, it's not that much. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really, really fun. fun. Yeah. Well, uh, why don't you tell chat about what you get up to in 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 and around your YouTube, and I'll uh, I'll make sure to link it in chat. Okay. Why should they um, subscribe to you? Why why should they subscribe? Uh, if you don't like this guy Vosh, that's a good reason to subscribe. I made this <laughs> two like hour a, uh, the main <laughs> video to look at. Yeah, <laughs> the one video to look at. Yeah. So I mean, if you if you want to pitch, um, I had been working on this book on screenwriting for a long time. That's basically what a lot of my stuff's going to be about. Things that I've written about and applying it to movies. So Django Unchained is going to be first. Um, probably a lot of media analysis and stuff like that because I love analyzing movies. Then I'll probably have some political videos, but that probably will stop because talking about politics gets old and is upsetting. Movies are much more interesting. So, yeah, yep. probably a lot of media videos coming out. Sweet. And uh, I guess is Django first, did you say? Yeah. Well, I, because <laughs> we, we discussed it and then I went back and rewatched it and it not only annoyed the fuck out of me, but I kind of figured out the whole movie, or the whole video. Oh, sweet. Uh, just, just watching through. So, yeah, that'll probably be done this week. Hey, I really like Django, but I'm more than willing to, to hear the argument, whatever it may end up being. Uh, oh, there's... I, so I, I found a smoking gun. So I, 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 I await your reaction. It'll be, it'll be pretty interesting. Very well. Now, with EFAP... Uh, we usually do a catch-up on Wednesday, but that's gonna be my annual It's Mabi Day stream of a spooky game, and this oh year I'm gonna be doing Machine for Pigs. A, a revisit mm -hmm. after many, it feels literally like it's been, what, like fucking nine years since I played that game? I don't even know. What time are you starting? Um, I actually don't know. It'll probably be after I do whatever I'm doing with my family. Be it. Do you think that will be... So, th around EFAP time? Yeah, probably or... either an hour after or two, something like that, yeah. Okay. Machine for Pigs. I'm really gonna... It's gonna be strange to play that game again after all this time. I never finished it, so I'll watch you play through a bunch of it. It's a, I think it's a short game, to be honest with you. I think it's like four or five hours, but I guess I'll find out. Um, I say that's short, that's... I don't even know anymore. What is short and long anymore? Who knows? Uh... Yeah, and then you get another Resident Evil EFAP movies coming on Friday, and um, there are other things going on, but they don't... You don't have to worry about it, chat. These guys have to worry about it, okay? Like old dates and stuff. Oh, yeah. oh right, right. Yeah. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to say before before we head out? Oh, wait, I've got to read out the rest of the ones that came in while I was speaking. God damn it. Oh, my God. We'll be here forever. It's a curse. We'll be here forever and ever and ever. True. Um... Wait, are you confused on what the anti-life equation does or how it does it? Basically, oh. basically all of it, but uh, just everything, <laughs> everything just, about it, <laughs> just everything about it is just. Uh, uh. Um, 
Any thoughts on Netflix Midnight Mass? You can find us discussing it at around, I want to say the 40 minute mark or something on the prior EFAP. Um, I don't know that we're going to be going into much more detail than that, other than when we tackle it on an EFAP miniseries, which could be as much as two or three years from now. But hey, eventually. Um, I'm sure y'all are tired of hearing about it, but any plans to cover Invincible? Nope. I was nope, thinking no. of making a video on it if you guys weren't. Go right ahead, man. Absolutely go for it. We uh, don't really have any intention of covering it. Um, if you think about a cognito hazard, it's just it just mind hex you. It's magic. So like a cognito hazard just sounds like a thing that is bad for brain. Mind hex? Like hex like a spell? Uh, sure. Mind hex, is that what he said? I think it, well, hack is in, like, instead of hell. Gives you a mind hacking, you know, something like that, I guess. I don't, I'm not entirely sure. The whole, like, oh, it's so crazy. If you look at it, you'll go insane. Ah, yeah, there's some of the SCP stuff do that. Mm -hmm. Like Ro Roko's Basilisk and stuff like that? Uh, sort of. I gotta make, I gotta distinguish if that's medic or cognito. Um... Cognito hazard, um, mimetic first kind of, okay, um, let me see, so, let me see, so, a cognito hazard poses a danger when sense, this can be through any of the classical means, sight, sound, hearing, taste, or touch, oh. isn't necessarily only mind affecting, a mimetic agent is infectious, is essentially infectious information. Knowledge that triggers anomalous behavior or effects. By nature, Ooh. all mimetic agents are cognito hazards. You have to sense something to learn new information. A, an info hazard, as coined by sorts, is something that is triggered if you simply know about it. It is similar to, but distinct from a mimetic agent, because a mimetic agent is pure information, whereas an info hazard is generally an object. And that's from now, this is from the SCP stuff. And a lot of the SCPs deal with being these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that is a reference to... That's from the tag guide on the FAQ section on the website. And they have some examples here. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you're never caught up. We will be fully one day. It's going to happen. Uh, what would win? A pack of rabid beavers with machetes? Or a pack of rabid otters with bowie knives. Hi, Rags. Hello! Um, which are bigger? Are the beavers bigger than the otters? They are, right? Beaver, beavers uh, are definitely bigger than otters. I think so. I think they're bigger than otters. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, I think probably they're like similar in size, size, but I think, and they're, then, I think they're bigger. I guess I'm ignoring the, the weaponry. I was just going to think about them as, as creatures. Like, the beavers' teeth. They could, how lethal is a beaver versus other animals? I don't... I... I think they, if, if they have to fight, I assume they bite. Beavers scratch. Beavers are twice the size of otters, I just checked. Oh, okay. Honestly, in that case, I'm just going to go with the beavers. You're going to go with beavers, too. Wait, this is beaver versus otter? But with machetes for the beavers and bowie knives for the otters. Wait, but machete knives are even better, so the beavers are just going to, like, slaughter. <laughs> well, actually, if, well, like, the team can up. pick up these things. I don't things. know. I, in the, here's the thing. In the water, though, a stabbing weapon will be much more effective than a slicing weapon. Okay, in the, in the water, the, the otters would be a lot more maneuverable. So maybe in the water, the otters could have a chance. 
didn't specify water, but you know, maybe. Well, I here's the thing. I think that both of these creatures being heavily aquatic based will will try and play that to their strength potentially. So maybe beavers with their dams and such will play more defensively. They will uh, make maybe. use of their fortifications, which most yeah. animals probably don't know how to deal with, um, the, tactically speaking. So I'm, I am going to give it to the beavers, uh, because even though I think in water, otters will probably win out because they have better weaponry in the form of knives that can be used underwater. Um, it is going to be very hard to force a fight in the water. Yeah, I could see the underwater otters winning argument for sure. Right then. Uh, I do want to get on a call with you guys to tell you how the anti-life equation and other stupid stuff like it functions, and what it does, and cognito hazards. The ideas are far out, but they have simple mechanics, like a magic system. I'm not saying that they aren't incons inconsistent, I'm just hyper-baffled people of your obvious intelligence don't get it. It's not, ma it's not magic, though. If it were magic, there would be ways, like, you could discover this magical power at the center of the universe lets you control all free will, if it was strictly that. Yep. Instead, it's, there's an equation that allows you to control all free will. And even then, an equation, what does like that even mean? Like a mathematical equation, like you just... That... Because what you're telling me... Equation must be used figuratively. What you're telling me is that, like, why can't you just ignore the fact that they're saying that and just gun with magic? And it's like, it's not claiming magic, it's claiming an equation does this, and then the equation is like... Mathematics and magic are, ooh, like, polar opposites. One of I mean, them is, like, as provable as you could possibly remember, get. Um, in, Mathematics okay, is more real than real. In TLJ, when they're like, the ship is smaller, therefore it is faster than us, because that's just how things work, it was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And if someone said, yeah, just fuck it, it's magic, fuck it. I'd be like, no, you can't, like, <laughs> claim magic for, after that. For, for anyone who thinks this is simple, can you please explain how I quantify loneliness? <laughs> like, how, what? I, I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it's not, it is absolutely not the same as magic, and as was said, it's just like, how does it work for that individual, when, if I control all the free will in life, how does that, what is that experience for me like? I don't know. Uh, do you guys recommend watching Midnight Mass? Yes. Mine is also yes, with many, many, like a million dots after it. Yes. And it's not an enthusiastic yes. Yet, it is a yes. I'm assuming Fringy yeah. would say yes as well. Maybe. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, evil on Netflix is bad. Demon recruits for bad activities as a therapist, and part of his plan is directing single white males to 4chan. It's bad. <laughs> I love Satan is directing people to 4chan. Ah. <laughs> uh. The best kind of stuff. And then this says, no you won't. Read another Keck W, you're never going to bed. You can't use Keck W on YouTube. God. Disgusting. Yeah, well, no, it di you didn't though. You just typed out a bunch of letters. On Twitch, it comes out <laughs> as an image, which is way better. Um, oh, then I meant personified. Apologies for miscommunicating. This comes down to me failing to define terms. I mean, uh, a dream personified as rags going over and stuff, that's still weird compared to, like, an emotion personified. Yeah, because dreams don't have any 
like emotions have outward manifestations in terms of behavior that is very recognizable but a dream's manifestation doesn't i don't really know what that would be dreams tend to be purely subconscious things that occur when a brain is in a state of like sleep so i don't i don't know how that manifests um Generally, when things are described as dreamlike, uh, like, a, like like surrealist art, it is um, unreal, right? It's imaginative and illusory, um, things of that nature, right? It uh, resembles a dream. It's like it's like it's surreal. It's not necessarily rational or logical in a in a sense. But even then, that's a very broad swath of things. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. We've, we caught up again. So now, I shall say, is there anything any of you wonderful lads would like to say before we stop the stream? No, I'm good. Bananas? Rags, is there anything... Is there a word you'd like to say or anything like that? Uh, abdicate. There you go, abdicate. Alrighty. That was a fun almost ten hours. We'll see you next that time, was. folks. Yeah. Thanks. Shame we, we had just enough time. We could have squeezed in that second video, but <laughs> that's alright. Maybe I'll get around to it next time. Yeah, maybe. That's a okay. <laughs> so we will we see Oh, Fringy's thoughts on Tom Nook. No, we're not going there. Um, nah, but we'll see y'all later. Thanks very much for showing up. There, so, yeah. Thank you. Bye. The long man is as long as I can make him. Longer. SpongeBob yeah, best anime. Boy. Ed Ed Nettie's right. best anime. There you go. Goodbye, everybody. Good night. Yeah, I'll see y'all later. I gotta deal with this. Uh... Hey, Mole, are watching your Last of Us 2 playthrough? What a clusterfuck, Hi, Rags. Yeah, I'm glad oh, you enjoy hello. it. It's a fucking terrible game. Uh, Hi, and it. goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> Good thanks night. very much. Bye. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. See y'all later. Bye.